Alright. I don't get this tweet, because Ross was right, though, except at the end when he was being flizzy. Yeah, Ro Ross is complicated because <clears throat> yeah. he's, he's, he, he doesn't have all the information. I think, um, I think a lot of what Ross does in the movie is perfectly fair from his POV. Yeah. Yeah. Who's the third one? I forget. He's one of Ant the Man. Hydra guys. Oh, yeah. Man. He is an second... but he's Hydra. So. Uh, the second one's Hydra too. The fourth one's just a victim of shit writing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, we could totally <laughs> begin with that, I suppose. Talk about... Or, or, are we live? Um, are we live and uncensored? Can... Well, um, everything you're saying right now will be on the re-upload. I still haven't managed to go live. Oh, oh my goodness. Go. This is a this is an offline re-upload exclusive. You are live. Fact. Thank you, YouTube. Now we're live. No. And it's gone. No, no, I it's hope gone. you enjoyed <laughs> your exclusive. Um, yeah, the unlisted gang. They're not going to be the only ones seeing that. Mm -hmm. Do you guys, crazy talk. Do you guys like my title? Let me I haven't look. seen it yet. Yeah, I have I'll to send you keep, the link. Keep clicking, clicking the YouTube button. Oh, here it is. EFAP number one, two, three. Filmento, Twin Perfect, Man of Steel, and Dick. No, Dick uh, Splash. Dick Splash. <laughs> oh, oh, there it is. Man of Steel. It stops. It stops. It stops with dick for me. Damn. <laughs> Once we get to dick, it's all over. I gotta get uh, that. Man fixed. of Steel and Dick Splash. <laughs> Who's Dick Splash, and why would you pot Why would you name yourself that? That's <laughs> that's, a, that's from the movie. The the ginger kid calls uh, Clark oh. a Dick Splash. Oh, a Dick, <laughs> dick Splash. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Right before the bus accident. It's incredible. That's like oh. harsh. That's my, my favorite part of the movie. <laughs> the person, the person like I, in the movie with the greatest character development said that. Oh well, my goodness. the funny part is he says Dick Splash right before the uh, the bus like gets whatever before happens a bus to splash. it. It's like it, they make it dramatic. He's like Dick Splash. <laughs> it's just like, oh wow, my God. bus splash. The Dick Splash <laughs> is what big. brought such pain upon the world. Well. It was hard to, to come up with how to put that, because his series is called An Anatomy of a Failure, or Anatomy of a Failure, but it's like, I can't say Anatomy of a Failure when there's like four different subjects. It has to be Anatomy of Failures, an Anatomy... An, an we anatomy. have many failures to discuss? We do, actually. Oh my goodness. And um, one of them would be Filmento, one is Twin Perfect, one is, of course, the movie, and then Dick Splash. I need to discuss, we need to go over Dick Splash. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right, because... Because Man of Steel's bad. Oh yeah. Well, I guess should we should we Spoilers. talk a little bit about Wandavision? Oh yeah. For the intro. Or... Spoiler alert. Um, Wandavision. We. Um. Well, do you want to do? Should we just not talk about it at all until it? like its own efab? I don't know if it's. I don't know if there's yeah. enough. There's going to be enough in Wandavision as a whole to do like an efab on it. I I think I. Hmm. hmm. Should, yeah, because I'm thinking we only have three more episodes to go. Four. 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 <clears throat> so should we just. We save save it, it to the end and do a bigger thing. Sure, we could do that. I mean, we're going to be stocked up today, to be honest with you. This intro needs to be as short as possible because we have the potential of... Jesus Christ. So 35 I mean, Jesus plus Christ. 11 plus Damn. 18. We just threw up that WandaVision started good, but it's not good anymore. Oh my god. Uh, 
You so, want your take yeah, out there, whether or not. <laughs> well, there's, there's the take. Are we going to elaborate on it? Fuck no. Now we're talking about Man of Steel. So, yeah, there's like an hour's worth of video for us to go through. We're probably not going to be able to do oh, all no. of it. Um, the ones we will try and definitely do will be the Filmento one. And, um, well, you know what? We'll do Filmento first because I don't know if we'll be able to do anything else. You know, you know why they call it Man of Steel? Why? Because it stole three hours of my fucking life. Nice. Uh, I don't think it's spelled oh, that way, shit. but that is good. God damn. We're half five right there. That's excellent. Man of Steel. Now. Is it three hours? It's two hours and 23 minutes. It feels like three that's hours. The, is that the extended yeah. version, though? It is an extended version. The one we, we watched. watched. Yeah. yeah. Two hours and 23 minutes. So, what was the theatrical? Was it two hours? Damn, we're jumping right in it, aren't we? Oh yeah. Um, so steals two and a half. Crab battle. We actually, uh, well, I actually decided to give it a quick rewatch since our EFAP movies. Which, by the way, yes. There's no such thing as a quick quick rewatch. I know, yeah. It it went it went down. EFAP movies, Man of Steel. Uh, meme repositories is tooling with it. Uh, we're gonna leave it up for a couple of days on its own to see if it gets hit again because you know how copyright <laughs> works. It likes to fuck you at the worst time instead of doing it consistently. Um, it shall return. Batwoman episode 2 is, is around about ready. It should be coming probably, I don't know, Monday, Wednesday? I don't know how to, oh. how to time things anymore. It's too difficult, but yes, sorry about that. Some people got to see the whole thing. Some people didn't get to see any of it. Some people saw like half and then they were booted from it. I don't know. Um, but yes, the truth is out there. We didn't think Man of Steel is very good. Someone said. Oh, so I someone said. Don't. Reminder that Man of Steel itself is better than the entire MCU. So it's not often <laughs> <that> something <laughs> something that wrong is ever said. Well, uh, so we've been online for four minutes. That's that's a new record, <laughs> I think. Holy shit! So that's actually in insanely wrong. Uh, so I'm sad because Filmento has really good video comparing Civil War with Batman v Superman. Well, here's I don't the thing. You. Yeah, here's the thing. If he says that Man of Steel is like perfection, I can't trust him ever. Um, if he said, he, if he said the sky is blue, well, I'd have to go outside and check. We've got the trifecta. <laughs> he said Man of Steel and Knives Out are excellent, <laughs> and, and and like just well, I say that as, as, as he called one perfect and one evidence of great writing, and oh, then he yeah. called Underwater like a failure in terms of writing <laughs> and a bad knockoff of Alien. It's just like, dude. Okay, you can have several bad takes and still have good ones. I still believe is this in gonna him. Be, it's crazy. This is going to be the hot take of ours that Underwater is way better than Man of Steel. It's not even... Okay, so the, for even, the person... Yeah, yeah that shouldn't right, be so, controversial at all. It should be, but to some people it will be, and that's the sad. For those in that's chat the sad. that currently the believe sad. that Man of Steel is anything close to or above fucking good. okay, I'm okay. Gonna, we're gonna, we need to rock your world today. Yeah, Man my is goodness. really bad, guys. It is very shocking. Um, I don't know whether we should go over some broad criticisms, or we should just start video watching with things trickling in. What you reckon? I think we should just start the videotisms, yeah. and then because mm -hmm. it'll all occur. Because if we start talking about how bad the movie is, then, we'll be here for like, hours. We'll yeah, never stop talking about it. It won't it. stop. Yeah. <laughs> it's um, it, and I guess this will sort of be our first Man of Steel coverage because the um the EFAP got. Copy struck and it did indeed. It shall return. So, um, in a, in Avengers sad. Infinity, that's the real sad. <laughs> There's so much to go through for how bad this film is. I'm hoping 
but through covering people's videos that we will get a nice chunk of, uh, I guess, the subjects. We'll do our best, you know. Yeah. Yes, first on the docket today, Man of Steel. How to build the greatest DCEU movie. <laughs> Film perfection. <laughs> now, before this retardation begins, oh, no. some, someone is asking, and I think it's a good segue, mm. is Man of Steel better than the first Wonder Woman film? Well, oh, at man. the end of now, at the end of our I'm gonna... recording, we had a lengthy discussion comparing the four DCEU movies. Well, three at that time. Oh yeah, that's right. Do we need to? We need. Do we need to break the news to him now, or should we wait? About about Batman the fact that Superman. Batman v Superman is actually the best. Yeah, so sure, far? go for it. I think I'll, oh, I'll, Batman v Superman is the best so far. <laughs> I, I will. I'll, I'll take uh, the, the extended edition. Easily. Yeah, yeah, yes. Of course, of course, the extended edition. Yes, out of it's Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman eighty four, Man of Steel, and BVS Extended, BVS Extended is the best of the four. I'm it so is. sorry, yeah. everyone. But. <laughs> But remember, when we say oh. the best, that's still not very oh, good. Oh, yeah, it's not good. It's, it's not just, good. Not good <laughs> but there's more good. in it that I can praise than any of the other four. But there's Three. the least not, there's the least wrong with it. Um, yeah, hopefully, you know, this is the thing. We're on our um, our DCEU arc, ready, readying up for the Snyder Cut. It's going to be fun. You guys have seen us covering those first two Wonder Whammons. Now on to the, the first of Snyder's, and... Uh, what I mean, way better to start than announcing we think Man of Steel is absolute garbage fire and then covering a video that says film perfection. I feel like that's... These are two conflicting <laughs> perspectives, don't you think? Just a little bit. Our position in the incorrect one? Sorry, go ahead. That was it. Oh, alright. Well, film perfection is a series of his videos, so I don't know if he's saying specifically this is film Well, perfection. then he needs a different name well, for a series. I, I was going to say, that, <laughs> yeah. if the series know, is saying. film perfection, then surely the film's being talked about in film perfection. <laughs> I agree. Like, All I'm saying like, is that this is not the only movie he's said is film perfection. Wait, is that a, is that a, a further mark clear. against him? Is that? I would yeah. say so. Oh, no. but... <laughs> film perfection. Film perfection. Um, what's funny, by the way, is does anyone have, like, any kind of interesting history about a steal? Because I was so disinterested with the DCU at first. Uh, Batman vs. Superman was the one that made me start paying, um, more attention, I guess, which is kind of funny so to look good? back on, because that's literally the quality? fucking second movie. It's not even, like, yeah. like, well, there was nothing to really do yet. Because I remember Man of Steel, when I watched it, I was just like, eh, the first time around? Um, but now, yeah. like, paying super attention to it, it is a marvelous writing disaster in, in so many ways. Mm -hmm. But I remember... The my group of friends back when this came out, so we're talking fucking ten million years ago, they were all arguing over Zod's snap neck and whether or not Superman should or should not have done it. I remember that was like the peak of discussion, which to me isn't even remotely interesting right now. What? Like when I see that scene, I'm like, well, of course. Anyway, moving on. Well, yeah, so, obviously. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like that's not even close. Yeah. So like, should we close down Auschwitz and eh, we would lose jobs? <laughs> but he's the last Kryptonian. It's like okay. All right. <laughs> Kryptonian's well, a he dick. sucks. Yeah, if he the last does. human on Earth was Hitler, you'd probably want to kill him. Yeah, yeah it's I like, mean, you can't squash he... that bug, it's the last cockroach. <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't that just egg you on? You'd be like, oh my god, it's That'd the last one. harder. <laughs> yeah, if I had to kill the last mosquito, I definitely would. I think a lot of people would make that. Choice. I would announce it on Twitter.com. Um, <laughs> so anyway, you guys ready for this? Not no? really. Let's yeah. begin. Oh, <laughs> oh wait. Um... 
Where is my... Where did the tab open? Did it open in that window? It did open that window. <laughs> Alright, we're good now. Why is the quality for mine all bloompy? Give me 1080. Because this is made of steel. <laughs> <laughs> the resolution's irrelevant. The quality will be terrible. Are there quality options for watch together? I mean, there are Maybe a little fog we... wheel, but I don't know if they do anything. Because <laughs> hmm. I've changed by, but it's done. Yeah. This is interesting. How to How goat to... the DCEU. Greatest oh, of all time. Greatest of all time, the DCEU. That's not a sentence. How oh, to greatest God. of all time, the DCEU. <laughs> well, how to goat the DCEU. It's close enough. How to goat them into something? Are you trying to, like, I start guess a fight? We didn't mention, by the way, that, um... <laughs> On a farm? <laughs> <laughs> On a farm! Um, I, I, I find it fascinating to be like, oh, do you know which one is the greatest, the DCEU? We'd always be sitting there like... You could pick any of them, I guess. Depends on the argument. <laughs> it's like, wait, no. It should be difficult to figure out because they're all so awesome. It's like, no, 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 wait. Garbage or a train wreck? As I was working on my last week's upload on Wonder Woman 1984, <laughs> yeah, which wasn't shit. too positive. Yeah, that's just a trash. It's just a trash. Yeah, yeah. It made uh, me think about the main. I like that. Right. Yeah, <laughs> it is very bad. Up. I would. Oh wait, let's. Uh, hot. It's not even hot take. Fuck it. I unapologetically enjoyed Wonder Woman '84, and I would watch <laughs> oh, it any too. day, any day over Wonder Woman One, Batman vs Superman, or Man of Steel. Yeah, um, highest on the enjoyability factor for me, for sure. So far, anyway. Yeah, I think I can agree with that. I remember there's there's long pauses between the stuff I like, though, and you know, enjoy rather. Um, that, however, Mahler, that implies that there are at least two things that you like. Well, <laughs> hey, there's two things I liked in BVS, probably. I've just kind of them. forgotten what I even said that I liked <laughs> in that movie. Uh, Alfred. Any scene with Alfred in it. I could just That's sit right, there yeah. and sort of yeah. smirk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Weaknesses with the CEU so far, and how those weaknesses could potentially be fixed in the future. And what I quickly realized was that in order to ever find that fix for the future, we have to go all the way back to the beginning, to the one and only Man of Steel. So the idea here being that um, we're fucking up the DC EU right now. We need to go back to Man of Steel to discover how we got it right at first. Which is no, 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 no. exciting. Out that that so there, there was no DC EU when Man of Steel came out. That was like I can first tell. Of, hey, he's you that know, was you the get... first of a Superman trilogy, and then they changed trilogy. their minds. You, you, you get the point That's he's making. He's saying this is the the archetypal the blueprint. That they're supposed to follow for future movies, and they didn't. And look, where how we are is that now. even a blue? What kind of blueprint? Does well, I suppose that's going to be the video by the looks of things. Uh, going to explain okay. to us how we could have made a better Wonder Woman, maybe a better. I don't see how Wonder Woman eighty four would be modeled in any way after this, but it's a you know, trilogy. Trilogy. <laughs> Wait, is he doing the? That's the Adagio I'm song. Where... Oh, I guess stop. he's why. He's... That wasn't the music that played in the scene itself. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be honest. It, it bugs me that of and the Superman logo aren't like together. Yeah, but if if wait, but, oh, that, oh, you not... mean putting all? Yeah, yeah. I, I kind of agree yeah, with that. that I get why that they did it though, right? Oh like, yeah, because yeah. they were like, should we put man on top, of in the middle, and steel on bottom? No, let's make it fucked up. And so they went, they <laughs> went, they went with that one. Hold on it's a thematic second. that way. Yeah. It's oh, that is the logo. Yeah. Of what's to come? What it's it's... No, that's not, that. That stands text. for hope. It stands for hope. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a snake like clan. A it's, it's like a ripper. It's not of just blood. Ass. 
It stands yeah, for hope. It's a plague of Egypt. <laughs> this, this, this film is a plague of Egypt. Hey, I mean, it could be. <laughs> Do you have any proof against that? Hmm? And mm. on the, the ninth plague will be fucking the DCEU. Like, all the Egyptians <laughs> have to watch it. They're all inscribed Pharaoh, with these please stones. Let them go. And there's this image of Zack Snyder for the ninth plague. <laughs> well, Pharaoh's in his palace and his widescreen TV. He's 17 hours in the Batman vs. Superman. And he's like, I will 17. not let them go. I'll suffer through any DCEU movie. Man, I do want to see the 17 hour cut. Uh, just out of curiosity, you know. I know a lot of people be like, "Why would you want to see this?" Like, no, 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 give him a chance. That good old Zacky, he knows what he's at. He's, he knows what's going on. Now, is Man of Steel the greatest DCU movie made so far? Well, that's a question of just personal opinion, and so ultimately no, doesn't not. really matter. But what does? I'd be curious. What? Wait, like how he, he would qualify any of this if it's entirely personal opinion. I'm assuming he's going to be drawing out some stat. Let's play the game, everyone. It's all personal opinion, but I wonder if you'll make any statements of fact about how you should write something. <gasps> it should be good. Uh, who knows? Well, I mean, yeah, if yeah. this is the greatest DCEU movie, clearly he thinks it is, right? And yeah, we're going to learn yeah, I mean, how judging to build from the title. One, so that's exciting. <laughs> about Man of Steel is that it very much holds the codex key for making the greatest, bestest new DCU movie. How <laughs> greatest, bestest. Greatest, bestest. How is it that you wouldn't want to include the broader sort of superhero movies in general? Like, why wouldn't you want to be like, uh, Man of Steel is an example of how good it can get, but the, you know, it probably doesn't reach the levels of, and then just give me an example of what you think are the best ones. I don't know. We're I need a reference point. We're talking strictly I'm really in the not world sure of, the um, best of the DCEU is a point of pride. Well, that's the thing, there's not even that many of them. What, like seven? Is it seven? Uh, I think there's more than that now. Probably like nine? I don't know. I think there are nine. Gadel, yeah. greatest, bestest. You guys are so mean. Oh, so all, <laughs> oh wow. So, yeah, we are He's just really excited. Um. Yeah, I guess so. Mm-hmm. All right, anyway. Mm. That coding purpose. See, one of the core mm. issues with the DC film universe so far has always been the case of either or. Either the movies focus mainly on character and end up weak on plot. Just saying, he's what? Charging people's phones? So what? I can charge a phone. Or they focus mainly on plot and wow, end up great. weak on character. Do, do you think the plot in Suicide Squad is strong? So I don't. So I don't know the. Well, I've never seen Suicide Squad, but I've never seen its plot get praised. He's got BVS in there for plot. We, didn't we say like the no, plot in BVS, BVS is absolute is, garbage? It's like, bonkers. It's a chonker no. for sure. It's do a not do chonker. that. Oh, um, yeah. Uh, oh boy. Also, the plot in Man of Steel is garbage too. But we can go over that in time, I suppose. And the plot oh, yeah. Justice League. <laughs> gobbled mess. I do find it amusing that he's like, you see, BVS, Suicide Squad, just like their problems are that they focused on their plot, and not their characters. Wait, but... I know what he's gonna do. He's gonna go, but see, look, the ones that focus on on plot and character are great, and he'll put Aquaman and Wonder Woman in there. Like, <laughs> oh, on screen. No. oh no! Oh no! Mm -hmm. well, yeah. Suicide Squad. Or they try to do both, but then ultimately crumble before the finish. Oh, Where's Aquaman? What? Wonder Woman yeah, crumbled well through. before the third act. I'm sorry. Yeah, I think Wonder they all Woman tried that, and they all crumbled. Like I don't yeah, think they all tried a differentiation try. of. It's all just crumble. I don't think yeah. all the other movies were just like ah, we're just not going to do characters, or we're just not going to do plot. 
If they ACU all was a dessert, it'd be a crumble cake. Someone in chat's like, <laughs> focus, not quality. It's like, what would be the point in saying this if he's not appealing to the fact that they would be of strong quality when focusing on the one that they're going for? Like, he's trying to say that, he's gonna say Man of Steel is the one that nailed it, right? They got both of them. Yeah. Meanwhile, when the others, the, <laughs> the others either got one or the other. Like, some of the chat said, we some kind of snapped neck. <laughs> <laughs> like, are you suggesting that he's suggesting that they focused on plot in Suicide Squad, but they failed everything anyway? It's like, what so did then, they focus on but, in Suicide Squad? Well, I was, was going to say, how would the solution then be <laughs> focusing on both or whatever when uh, they failed to do even one? Like, I, I don't know what the point of this would be if he's not trying to suggest that the individual focuses of where they was they were strong. Where they failed was where they didn't focus. Isn't isn't there that one picture, that one meme picture <laughs> of the um of like a cat and the cat is like the eyes are fucked up, so one's looking forward and one's clearly looking to like the left. You know, and, and um, the text would be like the DCEU focus or something along those lines. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, that could Dude, but that's it, something it, I, I could picture that meme. Can't stop laughing at this. Well, I will destroy I will you. Destroy you. Something that... His nose is his nose is not symmetrical. <laughs> <laughs> like Something we've talked about before. We would like casually throw out like who's like the best dialogue writers and and we we had a couple of suggestions. Tarantino is always one of the most referenced ones. Snyder's like Jossy boy. Snyder's one of the worst man. It's like some of some of the dialogue. Even though this isn't Snyder, so in fairness to him, this is Patrick well, Jenkins. Well, well, right? in fairness, the Snyder didn't write. Snyder didn't write Man of Steel. Uh, oh. That was written by David S. Goyer. Maybe it's David S. Goyer that's to blame. All right. Well, well, the general sense well, of the dialogue is kind of bleh in a lot of them. The well, lines well, like, if oh. we just if we just read his uh, what he's written. So Alrighty. he wrote Terminator: Dark Fate. He wrote Batman v Superman. He wrote mm -hmm. Man of Steel. Yay. He did the story for Dark Knight Rises and Dark Knight, and he wrote Batman Begins. Well. What so, a cavalcade! Um, and he wrote, he wrote, he wrote all the Blade movies too. <laughs> oh, Cornell, yeah. Um, Edgar Wright is a really good dialogue writer as well. Yeah, um, that's a good one. Though I remember saying, wasn't there a line or two in either Man of Steel or BVS that we were like, "Oh, that line was good." Yeah, there was some. There was some. Yeah, there was some. Like there are little things here and there <laughs> that are good. Stuff. Yeah. But for whatever reason, maybe because of Chris Nolan, Man of Steel is the normal. <laughs> it successfully handles both plot and character work. <laughs> I guess I'll put that on screen. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's, I don't know. We did the meme. We did the meme. I don't even know. <laughs> we, are, we are very clever. Yes. I'm, I'm as a collective. Whatever reason, maybe because of Chris Nolan, Man of Steel is the anomaly. It successfully handles both plot no. and character work in a way that properly functions from beginning to end. No, it, it might no, not be false. No, like the claim. No. Also, it sounds like we've drifted away from personal opinion already. <laughs> but hey, oh, also he's suggesting Aquaman is another one. The only entry to do that, but it is an entry that does. He that. thinks See, this Aquaman is funny because Aquaman is character. a disaster in both as well. Aquaman. Jeez. I find it endlessly amusing that a lot of people think Aquaman has good characters. You just like Jason Momoa, and I like him too. <laughs> but that's it. Because everybody else, like, Mara sucks. Dude, dude, remember, um, Ocean turns, Master is hilarious. He turns his when... rifle laser into a face laser. <laughs> Why does he do that? What would be... Th it's... 
I'm looking forward to Rag seeing it, okay? Oh, Black sure. Manta. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Like the, why would <laughs> it's so impractical? <laughs> I think one of my favorite things, one of my favorite things. Yes. Yeah, he is a black guy. Black Manta is a black man. But I, what I find funny in that movie that I remember is like every time the character said their superhero, supervillain name, there was like a musical cue. So it's like, ooh, Ocean <laughs> Master. Burr, 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 burr. <laughs> it's like, Ocean this Man. Is so... I like, what you, you can me? call me Black Manta. Black Manta. I just want to say for the record that I don't think Man of Steel functions in terms of character or plot. I don't think it functions at all. There is yeah. nothing in it that functions. There's problems everywhere, and there's huge ones. It functions in the That's... same way, like if, like, if you throw a grand piano off a roof, like, it gets to the bottom. True. <laughs> we sit, you see, when you get to the end of the time code of Man of Steel, you're like, we've completed a film. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, at least the piano is fast with getting to the bottom. And yeah. let's be honest, we want to hear the sound Story that that piano makes when it crashes hatch. down. It would be great. Beginning to end. It might not be the only entry to do that, but it is an entry that does that. All Even right. though it is totally valid to say that in here as well, that same division is not the only one, but it is one. <laughs> I remember when we watched Man of Steel. I don't know if it was in our live recording if it got this far, but especially on the left, like this was. I don't know if there's any like Mr. Kent fans out there, but <laughs> like I think what a. Oh. Anyone who's a fan we, of we... Superman comics is gonna be a fan of Jonathan Kent. Seeing him say, "Yeah, maybe you let the children drown next time." Children drown horrifically. Mm. Maybe that was the the better option, Clark. What a legend. what a great guy. This is that was the. What what's what's everyone's opinion on Waterworld? Before I make an analogy, I've only saw <laughs> it once when I was super young. I've forgotten loads of it. Yeah, same, same. Because a lot of people say it's bad, but I don't remember it being bad, but I watched it when I was young, so I was going to say this is like Kevin Costner's new Waterworld, but then I was like, I don't know, is Waterworld bad? It's probably I not worse than this. <laughs> so it's not. Waterworld's probably yeah. better. Waterworld had, had balls, okay is an entry that does that. Even though it is totally valid to say that in here as well that same division exists because the first half is mostly character and the second half is mostly plot, the film still manages oh, to- Oh, I thought he was grading them. Like the character got a C and then he <laughs> rated the plot as a P and I was like, fuck, that's like, bad. That's bad. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> going all the way down the alphabet. I guess I agree. There's a awkward split in this film. The first half is like Absolutely. nothing happens plot-wise, and then the second half mm. is intense levels of plot. Especially because the inciting incident doesn't happen until like nearly halfway through the movie. Technically, the inciting incident is when he finds the ship, because that's what brings. I thought Zod. the inciting incident was the explosion of Krypton. Uh, that incites. I don't know. I feel like the inciting incident. For this I guess story it depends on how you define it, but I thought yeah. of it as when uh, Zod appears on Earth. Well, yeah, okay, at this point it's just about definition then, because we're drawing different parts of the timeline that all Like, into, the main yeah. conflict of the story is usually what is brought about by the inciting incident. But what is inciting? And the main like, conflict... What incites conflict that of, is when he finds the, the ship and activates the the distress beacon on it for some reason, which brings Zod there, right? Yeah, but he doesn't know... I, I mean, I guess, but he doesn't know that... 
it's, I feel like it's when the conflict starts, and the conflict starts when Zod arrives. Sure. Before that, because when he goes on the ship, all that really happens is he gets a lot of info about his past. You know, it's a lot of exposition, which isn't bad in itself, but it is strange that the major conflict doesn't happen until so late in the film. Sure. There is well that same division exists because the first half is mostly character and the second half is mostly plot, the film still manages to blend those halves enough to avoid the sense of vanity that so often plagues big parts of Wait, other futility. Whoa, Even I need to hear all of that again. Yeah, <laughs> you gotta say it again. Because I don't think it blends them well that. at all. Even yeah, well, for, yeah, to his first point, th there is no blending. <laughs> it's just, it's yeah, just... it's like the character portion of this movie is complete. The plot shall now, now begin. Even though it is yeah. totally valid to say that in here as well that same division exists because the first half is mostly character and the second half is mostly plot, the film still manages to blend those halves enough to avoid the sense of vanity. Does he say halves? Instead so of halves? Blend the when, sense when of... He said vanity when he meant to say futility. That's They are very different words. I'm also lost, but... The sense of uh, futility? Yeah, like, I, that doesn't even seem like the right word. I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't, I didn't get a sense of futility from... Futility. Maybe when, when the cities are being detonated, I guess. <laughs> it's the level yeah. of, oh no. Yeah, it's like, is Superman gonna do anything and I feel futility? Hmm. It's because the first half is mostly character and the second half is mostly plot. The film Also, his reference to... for plot was the weird tentacle things. I, I, I guess you can say that represents Zod's... He should just be showing Zod. I don't know why he's showing yeah. the CGI yeah. tentacle snake, yeah. But whatever, fine. ...and the second half is mostly plot, the film still manages to blend those halves enough to avoid the sense of vanity that so often plagues big parts of other entries. So, That's a, a sense of futility often plagues other entries in this genre, I'm assuming, is what he's saying. Yeah, but I don't... What, the futility of what? Yeah, I don't... Like I don't Like, genuinely, I don't get this. He's saying, like, when you try and combo up plot and character in a lot of entries into the superhero movie genre, you end up with a, a sense of futility? It's like... A sense of it it was impossible to win, so don't try it. Like, I don't, I'm guessing that's what he's going for, yeah. He's going to have to explain it, otherwise that sentence doesn't make sense on its own. There's some people... Someone so, so say, vanity. It's like, no, no, he... He's he put on the screen futility as a correction. He didn't, he didn't mean to say vanity. Because vanity vanity is a totally different word. Yeah, so yeah a sense of vanity. I would then assume he's saying that the film's full of itself to some degree. Yeah, but, the only thing with vanity here was the bus falls in the river. Yeah, guy. For the people in chat who aren't seeing the screen, there's a correction on screen saying futility when he said vanity. Really, yeah, really Ign ignore ignore him saying vanity. It's not what he meant. Means pointlessness or uselessness. Why well, didn't correct he just because yeah, correcting a voice line is insane. I don't get why yeah. video essays who make the twenty-minute videos per two weeks do not re-record. It's I totally did that on my first it. fucking video. Oh like, my fuck oh, off! Oh jeez! <laughs> like, yeah, oh, what are you the police my... of futility? <laughs> I I do this as a job, and I said a word that is totally the wrong word, and I should have said a completely different word for my video. Should I record this line again? <coughs> Fuck it. Instead, I'll do something that takes longer, and I'll add text to the screen for a moment. Thank you. And just in the middle, am I gonna dress? It, am I gonna dress it up? No. Put shadows on it. No. Bold. No. Nice font. No. Just it's just White. coupon right in the middle. There you go. I meant futility. There. Fuck you.
<laughs> Fuck you. It's like, he corrected it, move on. It's like, hello, we're, we're talking about, I, like, a specific creation. I would have fixed it, but I don't give a shit. The problem is the sentence doesn't make sense on its well, own. Well, yeah, way. I guess, yeah, that's yeah. the main problem. But, that's um, a big part of it. Like, we've done, we've done what we can to interpret what he may have meant. I really don't get it, but we can move on. I don't either. To avoid the sense of vanity that so often plagues big parts of other entries. Even when scenes are lacking in character or plot, those scenes always still carry a clear purpose. And if you've ever seen Back to the Future, you'll know that the purpose, clear purpose is of him what in great. the ship is. A There's a clear purpose in the ship? I would like to pause the movie at that point and be like, Filmenta, what do you think the purpose of this scene is? Be like, so um, he, he's exploring a ship? Purpose. I guess the purpose was so that he could meet his father, Father Graham. I mean, he but doesn't even know. Like, he doesn't even know what's gonna happen. Yeah, it's just like for we, we got to get meta. Like the purpose of the scene is because Superman has well, to. You know what? Let's begin his, criticisms. So, upon my rewatch, I discovered something rather interesting. When he's in the bar, you know the guy whose truck he impales. Remember that? Remember that whole thing? <laughs> yeah. That was fucking hilarious. Before that happens, um the girl gets her ass slapped, right? And that distracts him. Do you know what that distracts him from? Uh, uh, the conversation. He... There's two military guys at the bar discussing they the talk discovery about, of the ship. They talk about how there's an anomaly in this distant part of wherever and that they need to go and inspect it. That's how he knows about it, the ship. He overhears two <laughs> army dudes talking about an anomaly in some distant area of Earth. And by the way... The first assumption is that it's an old submarine. Uh, okay. So does Clark submarine. just search for all anomalies on Earth to find that hopefully maybe Krypton sent a ship here 20,000 years ago? <laughs> like, I don't understand. So, okay, because I was going to ask, I'm not sure how he found the ship. I wish that's the answer. Wow. Yeah, he overheard two army guys talking about it. And so he became a photographer for the Daily Planet with um, false, you know, ID. And then, just... the first night there, he decides, all right, I'm going to go up the ship myself. At the exact same time that Lois exits her tent and takes a photo and she catches him on the camera. And she zooms in and says, enhance subtly to herself. <laughs> and she can see him, like, and a couple like, pixels. She's like, where are you What are, are you, you doing? And then she follows him <laughs> in what's possibly one of the most dangerous scenes that she's... I mean, her plot yeah, is through the roof. What they, does she have to worry about? They yeah. establish um that at night it gets to like negative 30 or negative 40 something like that and she just goes out in her jacket yeah her they, jeans. you're right they do establish this negative 40 i think you're gonna she's her face isn't covered by anything she's just got a jacket on it's like oh she'd be dead <laughs> they literally yeah. say we wouldn't be able to find your body if you stood outside <laughs> i don't know why they threw that line in if they knew that in the plot she just leaves <laughs> like what are you doing it's fine she has a coat <laughs> all right she got a jacket for her jeans um yeah so that that's all garbage but um clark is inspecting shit he has no idea what's gonna happen he's just like hmm what's this what's it Ooh, this panel fits the key that i was uh sent to earth with i don't think he even remotely expects to be able to talk to his dad he's just he's just fiddling he doesn't it's know what's going on what 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 is he even looking for Anything. Just weird thing. Um, before this is all established, it, he says to uh, Jonathan that he wants to know why he's here, right? Purpose. That's why the, I think uh, Phil Mentor's using the word purpose. But I think if you take it literally, like, it doesn't mean fuck all in this scene because Clark is just, he's just fiddling around. He doesn't know what's going on. He's just like, uh, this is a weird, this could have been a ship from anywhere. He's just like, I don't know, this could be, hopefully it's Krypton, I guess. 
So if he was just like around in the restaurant working there, I guess, um, or whatever he does there, and like the the waitress had gone to the two military guys that was taking their order, like mm -hmm. the movie wouldn't have happened. Well, what's really crazy about this is that he lifts the ship off and lands it in some other distant area that night. Had he not, uh, the government would have taken control over it. Like, oh, well, good thing he showed up that day yeah, and this... he went there that night. All of that is held up by matchsticks, and he's complimenting. That's plot, by the way, which is in the first half of the film. Not <laughs> <laughs> something has to happen because it ain't. It. I mean, well, someone said superheroing. It's not that he. It's not at all like a normal person could have heard what the um the army dudes were talking about. It's the fact of that there were army the dudes parts, talking about it. it. Yeah, of all the places that these two guys could have been, they happened to be discussing this openly within earshot. Of the one person who needs to find the ship on Earth. And he was and in like a lab. They're discussing it in a very vague way, too. Like, oh, they found some anomaly in the ice. <laughs> so weird. And he's dude. just like, oh, that's definitely going to be evidence of my people. There's no other way. Well, this is what I mean. I, I was like, wait, so does he inspect these regularly? Like, does he keep an eye on the news? Is he like, does he. I his nerd have many questions, yeah. Like, to all the weird alien places. These are the two guys. Look, I found them. They're just having a chat about anomalies, you know? And, and As just, you do. It's lucky, man, because uh, this was the anomaly that he needed to find, especially a day before the government fiddled with it, you know? Crazy. Right, Movie off, which then creates the central question about Man of Steel we need to answer. Where has he hidden it? So it's not lacking in plot, then. You said it was, but it's not. Yeah, so that's, if that's a it's, very it, central it thing. Is, it's... You cannot remove that scene from the film and have it still function, so it is critical. I, You need to think, rethink what you're saying. Wow. Kind of nitpicking on you, Freeze. It's not a linchpin to the video or anything. Totally wrong. Yeah, you're just, uh, Wow. Where is the codex? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. So, let's look at the. You know what that is? So. This is how we'll do it, I guess, right? So over the course of this stream, we are going to pick apart loads of different scenes, and then you can decide for yourself if the entire film functions anymore after all of them. <laughs> that one had me laughing on the, on the second time around, because uh, basically they've got Clark trapped on their, their super ship, which is another point of fuck-uppery that we'll go over in a bit. Um, but when they're down there, their job, their goal is to find the Codex. They don't know yet that it's in his blood. So they're just like, where do we go first? It's like, well, maybe his mum knows. They strangle her and say, where's the Codex? Or, or where's the, the ship that he came in on? And she looks at the barn, and then they jump into the barn, break open the ship, no Codex in there. She comes back, tells Zod, and he goes, and throws a car and in her house. Throws a truck. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay, stop, please, stop. Like, Could you describe it for me? Like, you, what does it look like? How big is it? Yeah, that. F fucking first. But, like, you just arrived. The first place you checked didn't show up with the codex. Ah, oh, darn. Nah, fuck I guess it. I'll throw, 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 hold on. throw a car Wait. at the place that very likely might have the codex in it. Like, maybe go wow. somewhere. on earth would, would any of these humans know what the codex is by name anyway? Yeah, they don't they fucking have any idea. They don't bother Why to explain it to her at all. Yeah, where's the codex? I have no idea what that is. You mean an index? I, like in a book? I have a big old <laughs> question now, so do it. 
when when the government comes along to like fix Smallville after it's been destroyed, and they find out that a truck has been thrown into a random house in the <laughs> middle of a field, <laughs> when they are cl- fixing that house, because I assume that Martha doesn't have enough money to rebuild her whole house, mm. are they not going to go into the barn and find that giant spaceship and then uh, figure no, out the moved. Clark Kent? It's- that that ship did it got, get mo- that's oh the, yeah that's remember. right it did get moved yeah and, yeah. and uh, that that's a whole other thing we should probably wait until we get prompted on that <laughs> one that's probably the biggest problem with the movie but uh yeah, I love Zod yeah, just tossing the fucking fight. car into the house it's hilarious <laughs> search the house buddy he's been searching for the codex in this scene for about two minutes and he's already infuriated <laughs> he doesn't even describe what it is what it looks oh, like oh and also such Where's such great trailer? visual effects oh of course of course oh yeah. <sighs> Mm. The ways this film successfully handles both character and plot to create a worthwhile experience a functioning from the CP. <laughs> I don't know why he did that. I don't know. Either. Put me, put me <clears throat> on the other side. Beginning to end, that all okay. future franchise entries should learn. From- Didn't he say this already? Yeah. Well, he's only got 18 minutes. He has to repeat himself. <laughs> that is one disturbing screenshot that I've got there. Because of the... the like, oh my god. <laughs> 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 There's a third relevant key factor here that has often been... Can anyone guess what this third great element of the movie is from the silhouette? Um, uh, explosion. Villain. Zod. Close, friend. Yeah. Close. The incredible music. Is no nope. woman with a knife, the mm-hmm. Kryptonian general woman. A Wait, black why? hole. No, she specifically not. is the third best part Are you of this element. Well, what? so this is the interesting thing. Before you even hear whatever this argument's going to be, wouldn't wouldn't you just be like, "Wait, what even was she? She was just like a Randy." Uh, so what she was? She was, she like was. A, she oh, was a comically evil loser villain. Um, yeah, she because <laughs> we we were talking about this earlier. Like her, she has when she's fighting Superman. Her speech is, oh, uh, you have morality, and we don't, and that means that we have an evolutionary advantage. <laughs> like, come on. Come on. So, yeah. One, that's wrong. Two, I am evil. Yeah, there's a lot <laughs> of evil. You are the evil. good guy. You, have, you, are, you are the good guy. I am the bad guy. Let us now continue to fight. Now that and we then, have established then, this. I can, yeah, someone can just I... put the coin in. For every human you save, we'll kill a million more. Like, what? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I love that reaction. <laughs> what? Oh. <laughs> so to read her full quote about morality, though, this this is it. You're going to want to stop me, but I, it's, it's just a little longer than you might expect. The fact that you have morality and we don't gives us an evolutionary advantage. And if history has proven anything, it's that evolution always wins. Yeah, I mean, Kryptonians won when they blew up their planet. Yeah, what what based evolution you guys have? (laughs) What are they talking about? Based morality got our planet blown up. Kryptonians totally have morality. They constantly talk about what they think is the right and wrong decision. Like, what do you mean? What does that mean? Maybe it's like their band of hooligans specifically and also but clearly Zod... clearly zod has morality because yeah. he's really sad that all the kryptonians are gone <laughs> he gets yeah, all the super emotional sentences. yeah he's also very angry a lot whatever things don't yeah. go his way also if we pre- if we pretend that the only creatures that have any semblance of humans then we're doing pretty all right in terms of evolution <laughs> like I, we're, yeah. we're doing pretty good i mean <laughs> you know kryptonians you guys blew yourselves up i, I feel like <laughs> we're doing a little better you know I guess we haven't traveled across the galaxies for thousands of hundreds of thousands of years. So. Yeah, but look where Yet. that got him. <laughs> look where that got him. <laughs> they lose one planet and all die. I love that comparison. It's like, 
humans are restricted to uh, uh, Kryptonians are restricted to any one planet. In fact, any one star system. They traveled across them for hundreds of thousands of years, but they lost. And then they abandoned <laughs> that pursuit, even though they were overpopulated on their own planet. Uh, like we'll get into this, this more. Yeah, hopefully. yeah. The world, world building is catastrophic. Yeah. But um, continue. Well, I'll save that point for later. Momento. The amazing comment. This is so good. <laughs> Chalcicus Dawidi, snapper of sauce. That always wins. DC movies, but I'll have to read this book on psychology first to explain it properly. No, no, come on. Science suggests I'm so sick of that. It's just like, oh, before I explain it, what's your really basic argument? I'm going to have to cite this book that I've read. This no, me trust me, guys. I read books. You can just use books. your brain after watching the movie. No. Boo. No. Boo. Fuck brains. So we'll get to that last. But yeah, here's what the DCEU has to learn from Man of Steel's oh, Codex right. of Purpose. Codex of Purpose. <laughs> the codex. Codex, the codex of Purpose. What does that even mean? COP. Well, what is the codex? The overall even? thematic bedrock is is the. They lack purpose is the key factor. You got to get purpose right in your uh, in your plot character combo up superhero movies, I guess. And a codex is an ancient manuscript text in book form. Okay. That's the meme element. God. Uh, see the drive. Be the drive. See the drive. <laughs> character the like, drive. Is that like a? Is that like a? Is it like is a joke a reference for computers? Yeah, yeah, that's what I was about to say. Like, C or drive. is it O the drive, but it broke? <clears throat> well, maybe he's saying C is character, and then more specifically, like a subtitle, the drive. Like C, like we've we've done A and B, and now we're at C, the drive. All right. First deal succeeds at the character side is by he giving doesn't. our hero Clark one central inner drive that the character scenes always revolve around. All right, what is the drive? Let's try and guess That's before right. he says it. Oh, okay. Um, figuring out to, what to understand his identity. Yeah, to fig figure out what he's going to do in life. Why to find his why, own codex of purpose? Why was he sent to Earth? Like, why did he land here on Earth? Yeah. Is that what his drive is? Who who is who is people are? Because <laughs> he can't be called Clark Solo. So you got to find out who his people are, and then <laughs> um, figure out what he's going to do in terms of. Is he going to help people or not, right? That's the they're the things he wants to figure out. And he's got to choose. Clark has to find out if he wants to help people. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah, we did it. Okay. And The basic juice here is that on Krypton, people are juice. artificially bred to fit <laughs> these predetermined roles, like leader or soldier or scientist and so on. Whereas Clark is the first... You're going to be a garbage man. <laughs> the finest garbage man evolution <laughs> can create. Oh. Like, Birth, I'm that's, a damn good garbage man. <laughs> I'm the best. Symbolizes the freedom to find and choose your own role. We've had a child's on. Free to forge his own destiny. Oh, he skipped the line where he says a boy child. Oh, I was hoping for that. He says a boy child, also known as a son, but he said a boy child. <laughs> a boy child. <laughs> a boy Which child. essentially then makes Clark's inner drive or character goal very simple. To find out who he is and figure out his place in the universe. And to be clear, this isn't plot because there's no external stakes or urgency or anything like that tied to it. It's just an internal... 
Oh, I think a character looking for something is sort of plot. Well, yeah, because you could describe it in the synopsis. Um, our hero yeah. is looking for meaning in the world, looking to find his place in the world. Like, if you want to get real technical yeah. with plot. Like, it's know, not and... just, it doesn't become plot once he finds it. Well, I guess he's saying that this has nothing to do with plot because Zod is the plot. I mean, if he's faking an identity to be employed at the base where they're discovering this ship and searching down every lead he can about anomalies in the ice and stuff like that, that's plot. That's yeah, things that is he's a plot. Towards a goal. You know but what a I mean? character's generated a plot line that he's following to get to a goal. If he's just sitting on a bus looking out the window going, who am I? I guess that's not plot. Man, this laughing cavalier guy. <laughs> yeah. He's, 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 he's good, getting some bangers, man. Good, 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 good shit, man. Damn, a girl child. Struggle that affects only Clark. And the purpose of the plotless character scenes in the first half of the movie is to explore this one aspect Why further. are you doing that? Why are you doing that thing? I think it's a the... meme, right? Like Evanescence is edgy and teenager. Like that's it's you're supposed to laugh, rags, do it. Like like the But this is in praise of the movie? Like yeah, well, Rats with a Z? I don't the know if is, comparing Man of Steel to gonna... that Evanescence song is a good thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Is he gonna awkwardly walk around the whole maybe comment about killing children? <laughs> oh, I really hope so. Uh, I know yeah. the second I, video we watched today, he's gonna address it head on. Yeah, just just be clear, chat. This is a scene where the Clark not Clark Kent, Jonathan. Bob Kent, John Kent. Uh, he's like, yeah, he, he says, maybe you should have let that busload of children drown. <laughs> Just to be clear, this is that scene. That's this scene, this, yeah. This, that's that's this scene. This is the, this is the, the pickup truck scene. <laughs> the infamous pickup truck scene. It is to all explore this one aspect further. For example, after the Krypton prologue, we get this scene of young Clark at school, which carries no plot purpose whatsoever. But the purpose it does carry is this. You should drink more milk. I mean, <laughs> milk. Yeah. I mean, him showing sure. his powers, sort of. But I, I mean, mean uh, like, I well, know. this is probably a, one of the scenes that's like totally chill with me. It's like, yeah, I figure it was to show us like he had a rough growing up period because of his powers giving him like mm. a horrible series of moments, and his his mum was the one who was there to calm him down and keep him sane. Which, by the way. Fuck this clock, Kent. <laughs> like, he doesn't appreciate his parents anywhere near as much as he should. Yeah. yeah, it's... Well, one question I had when watching the early scenes was, like, does he just discover these powers at this age? Or does he have them if, the entire I guess time? The atmosphere finally gets to him? Yeah, that was kind of weird to me. It seems like this is the first time this has happened to him. And yeah. I'm, you think I'm maybe curious why in, it didn't happen earlier. But like he seems yeah. to not only use it well, but like fully understand his eye lasers uh, just seconds from now too. Yeah, he I mean, already intuits how to use it. I don't know. It's a little strange. I guess the idea is that puberty is like when they come in, but I don't know if that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> puberty is when they come. What? Oh, God damn it! I didn't oh, want to say it. <laughs> but you thought it, you disgusting creature. Here <laughs> come. Oh. Right, the point here is to visually establish to the audience that, oh yeah. What's wor what's really bad, too, about having x-ray vision is you can't close your eyes, it won't do anything. Mm. <laughs> Maybe his skin is like lead. Or... Usually established to the audience that, that oh yeah, Clark doesn't fit the pre-assigned role of a normal human school kid. Which... He's just, he's just explaining... Oh no. 
Superman's not normal? What? Someone sent us back to 26. Where are we? I don't know how that happened. The dude. Uh. <laughs> 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 oh no, Clark, you're not normal. Clark, you're making sense. <laughs> like that, Clark. Oh, no. He's not this, a normal kid. Uh, this, this earth gravity is weighing me down. <laughs> uh, is, it, child. is it just me or is he just explaining the very surface level elements of what's well, going on in this scene? I was going to say, like, thing. this yeah, scene like, establishes he did not have a noble upbringing. It's like. Yeah. yeah. Superman, yes. I this, also watched yeah. the movie. Well, I also you know, know who this character is. I know that this is Superman. We'll have to see where he goes with it. Against that, oh yeah, Clark doesn't fit the pre-assigned role of a normal human school kid, which consequently pushes the progress bar of our main character exploration journey one step further. Later on, These we have useless this edits. Don't bother. Like the whole pre-assigned role of a school kid is like as if anyone fits that. That's like the whole problem right now is everyone fucking hates school. <laughs> like, I don't want to yeah. be there. Fuck school. I don't want to be in school. School's for nerds. School's I for losers. I want oh, this will this will yeah, come up later too. But he's he's treated like a freak and he's like you know beaten up by those kids. But like a lot of people get beaten up by bullies. Yep. Some point in their life, it's not especially remarkable. I mean, people but love you know, me. Like they do. You know, clock is like you see. My role was to become an incredibly handsome and strong superhero and someone else is like i i ended up at daddy's it's nice for you. <laughs> i have i managed the, the sponsorship right ain't ain't not not everyone could manage an ihop but i yeah. do it mm -hmm. i can do it their school bus from droning earlier was an the act of god jonathan this was providence. Which then consequently makes us realize that, oh yeah, because Clark doesn't fit the pre-assigned role of a normal human school kid, he might actually- Why does he say pre-assigned role of a human school kid? Uh, is he trying to relate it? how we do things here. Is he trying to relate it to the Krypton shit with the pre-assigned role? I, I don't know. I think he is. Yep. I think but he is. So, this is so not... Krypton is like a, like a dystopian version of Plato's <laughs> Republic, but that's not what Earth is. It, it exploded. Yeah, it, it's not even- it doesn't matter his his whole point that so the so the whole point of him being him basically by his parents his parents made him so that he wouldn't be pre-created and all that sort of thing so and what then he goes to earth where they don't do that anyway so it's it's like not yeah, even relevant like i don't really get the distinction because either nobody fits the pre-assigned role or i mean you, there's nothing to fit you just go to school you, you learn yeah, about, if, you if know he was, if he was a typical Kryptonian, right? If he was evolutionary pre-assigned to be a really great fishmonger and he goes to Earth, they don't give a shit about that and they don't know about it. Yeah. So, so like, like what would like, happen? He's actually like really stressful because he doesn't fit in, but he's like, the way he's explaining it should be more focused on, yeah, he's, he's not like other humans. That's... It's not mm. that he doesn't fit the pre-assigned role. Yeah, it's a weird way to cool kid. That's categorize a, yeah. it. Providence. Which then consequently makes us realize that, oh yeah, because Clark doesn't fit the pre-assigned role of a normal human school kid, he might actually get in real trouble. Right, we talked about this. You what a weird visual. Burning Man. Oh, Clark, you have to keep <laughs> this side of yourself. Oh, is he going to say it? Um, oh. Even later, this, for example... Hey, oh, hey, hey. oh, no. That part. Fucking, you get to, you kind of just like. Right, we talked you, about. Wicked Man references and then just like avoid the baby killed children part. Does you have 
<laughs> Clark, you have to keep this side of yourself a secret. See, but that, like, the point of you need to be more careful or whatever, it's like, you can't couch that right next to, yeah, maybe let them die. You have to, this is what I mean, Jonathan Kent yeah. should be capable of a lot fucking more interesting introspection than that. Like, mm -hmm. Surely. you need to do like, better when protecting your identity. And it's like, what if I save less people when I do that? He'd be like... You know, you should never well, take that should. choice, but... Maybe you should let a bus full of children drown. I don't think Fomento's gonna address the elephant in the cornfield. <laughs> yeah. Even later, there's, for example, the sequence of Clark learning to fly, which, again, serves absolutely no purpose in terms of the plot. There's no external challenges or obstacles. What? He's learning wait, how wait, to fly. Whoa, whoa, There's but no external not, there's no challenges. Obstacles. He's trying to learn how to fly. What about the mountain he crashes through? <laughs> yeah. Seems extinct. Well, well, when he gravity is I mean, to be fair, challenge. this isn't like furthering the plot of the movie. Sure, but like really it's weird it. to categorize this this way. Him learning to fly is integral to the plot. Yeah, I don't yeah. think anyone who doesn't like this movie is saying, "Oh, this scene is unnecessary. They should have cut it." Yeah. Thank well, you for thank you mean, for pointing at the only person on screen. Yeah, I would have missed, that. missed it. It's not, I mean, because he's, he's saying that, like, it is it is important, but it's strictly character, not plot. I just find that interesting. Who's saying it isn't important because it's not I don't plot. think anybody's saying it isn't important. Not even him. It's fine. Again, serves absolutely no purpose in terms of the plot. There's no That's external challenges or obstacles forcing Clark to learn to fly here or else. It's just this cool thing we seem to have. You don't have to, the plot doesn't have to force characters to do things. Like, you can literally have a plot generated from someone being curious to do something that day. Like, yeah. the movie yeah. could be about me oh, going to get some I think that was supposed milk. to be a gun. Like, someone holding a gun to his head. Oh, okay. He didn't want to actually but use he... that. Oh, but Superman's bulletproof. <laughs> yep, but it's, it's a true. finger gun, Rags. They do way more damage. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, it's a nail gun? It's mind bullets. bullets. Have fun. Just going to pause for safety there. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, yes, yeah. You gotta be, gotta be careful with these, uh, these don't streams. This, don't take this movie too seriously. It's a space. It's a movie about space Jesus for children. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but as before, the reason this sequence is important is because it serves as the clear next step in our character journey by showing us Anna Clark not necessarily fully who he is yet, but rather who he can be. Why did you take but... so long to say he learns how to fly? <laughs> Jesus. So, so that's not plot? Well, doesn't, he's saying that this scene shows that he's, he's learning who he may become or something. It's like he's flying. He learns how to fly. He's fucking it up a little. He learns how to fly. <clears throat> Pretty chill. Yeah. will help them accomplish one. Thus, once again, pushing that progress bar one step further. And with pretty much every plotless scene in the first half, this is their purpose for existing. To further explore Clark's inner journey of finding his own place in a world- See, okay, this is where I really do have to draw the line on this whole plot thing. Zod comes because the shit's- shit- ship's thing activates because he puts the key in it and does all the things because Jonathan Kent gave him this and showed him his ship when he was younger. You know, like, these are all things that connect the overall thing of bringing Zod in. As, to call them plotless to me is just like, mm, mm, mm -hmm. we are now at the point where I need to know what you mean when you say plot. Yeah. World in which he 
no predetermined fit. Whether it's exploring the question of what it should do. The family's been farming for five generations, Clark. Your family, not mine. Mm. Yeah, that's a fucking dick thing to say. Yeah. Oh, really I hate that moment. Yeah, yeah, Clark's <clears throat> character is kind of like I don't care about him as a character. I don't care what happens to him. I don't no, I just don't care about him. He's no, kind of an asshole. When he walks up to his mom and he's like, Mom, I found my people. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. That's nice, uh, dear. He even says, I found my parents. It's like, ugh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Act. I wanted to hit that kid. Yeah, but then what? Make you feel any better? Or yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it, like, the point of that conversation is supposed to be, like, what really comes of violence? It's just like, I mean, we, we break Zod's neck in the finale to save the day, so... <laughs> I don't what even think violence? that was the point. I think the point is, like, they treat it as if, oh, if you if you fought back, you would be showing that you're different and that you're powerful. And it's like, you can punch at a normal speed. Yep. You know, you can just throw a regular human punch well, and you can learn to stand up for yourself against bullies and all the things that would be good. But they treat it as if, oh, if you fight back at all, then they know you're an alien monster. So you can't do that. A little light punch back. And yeah, well, know, when, when the guy pulls the beer on him, Rags was like, you could, you could push him. <laughs> yeah, you could, you could like push him, give him a little shove. It's just you a could little... throw him out. You're clearly bigger and stronger than him. You yeah, could you're like an enormous human regardless of powers. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, the whole point could... is that he's like, hey, I think you should go. And he's like, I'm not going. Pours the beer on him. Just, like, throw him out of the bar like a bouncer. Yeah. But he instead, he, he avoids the conflict and, like, like, he goes and he, like, stabs his truck with trees. He doesn't... <laughs> it's not heroic at all. It seems, like, rather, like, backhanded. It's, it's what you would call yeah. unhinged. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. You just impale the truck on loads of logs. That's a bit... Hmm. You think that would... It would generate a huge amount of media attention like that shit would be all over the news this is a yeah like that's crazy well, we've especially about local before. news for like the go ahead there's no way that he could have done it without uh people knowing just impossible yeah they would have heard it it's car it's a truck being impaled with giant wooden logs and you know what? since we're bringing it up i want to show everyone it first that is what he does yeah. um kind of an impressive art piece the way he makes it stable <laughs> themes yeah, yeah. Like, I'm quite, like, it's pretty cool. I could see them building a, a house around this, and it's just something you observe. <laughs> like, oh, the art department had fun making this scene, but... Um, but yeah, he, Clark cannot have done this without the not... We're right next to the fucking bar. Like, there's just no way. Um, but also, look at this guy's reaction. <laughs> Wait, where am I looking? On oh, stream. stream. Okay. What is that? Fucking truck, dude. What is, what is that face? Like, I don't even know. He looks confused. Yeah, it's, like, like... it's like he's waiting for something to happen. <laughs> yeah. When we've got to that point, the thing has happened. Yeah. You should be reacting to this. He almost looks reverent see at the end, of he, it. At the, at the end, he does like a little, 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 like, ah, yes, little, my swing, little, little swing to the side of the head. It's like, hmm, like that's weird. Instead of like, what the fuck has yeah. happened to my truck? I'll hail the tree truck god. I would, <laughs> I would accept. Like heads, hands on head, like oh fuck, yeah. like my whole life, Jesus. Yeah, this is a consistent out. pattern with the movie too, because there's a scene where uh, Superman flies the ship that was buried in ice, and he flies it somewhere else so he can have some privacy or whatever. Everyone stands <laughs> there and watches, and no one has like a very shocked expression, expression. on their face either. It's very just like, oh, there it goes. Well, um, as... like no one directed these 
reaction shots. It's just like, okay, now look. Uh, okay, so it flies that way, so just look that way. And we got it. All right, thanks. That's a wrap. As um, <laughs> the meme repository had pointed out, I think I think he shows it in the uh, the Man of Steel coverage, but when um, Lois is about to die from the thing, we'll probably talk more about that later, there's this sort of moment where it's like, oh god, we're heading right down, what do we do? And, and Superman looks at her through the glass and then decides to punch through, but the expression he makes... <laughs> it's such a weird face. <laughs> <laughs> she's Can like, I, take a I think this is her realizing, oh god, he's gonna kill me. <laughs> Especially when he does that. <laughs> like, you're like, oh shit. It's a, it's a weird scene. There's more to say on that as, as we progress, though. Wait, I just want to, one last thing about the log scene. It's not exactly like a, a Chad move to like avoid the confrontation in the moment and then like destroy his truck when he's not even around. Uh, not exactly a heroic way of handling that situation. Mm -hmm. mm. Yeah, it's it's very, it, it, it's on, yeah, you said it. Yeah, it's very. I mean, it's just like a more dramatic way of like, oh, he just keyed his car instead. Like, yeah, it's like, <laughs> okay, like if you were a super weak, scrawny guy and you couldn't have possibly taken him on in any way and you had to get back at him somehow, I was like, okay, I'd understand that, but you're Superman. Yeah, it's a really weird moment. You watched, you watched uh, How to Get Revenge with Linda Blair. From <laughs> every child was designed to fulfill a predetermined role in our society. Then, once we get to the midpoint where we have explored Clark's inner journey quite far, the movie finally shifts focus on the plot, which of course, town. <laughs> as always is the case in this franchise, extremely turns it into... But the thing you'll notice is that my even though... My eyes confused. What? Yeah, my senses. But I think that was... Yeah, the I overload. I'm sure he didn't say anything of value, but... But the thing you'll notice is that even though Man of Steel does allow the plot to take over, it still doesn't just forget about the character side altogether, but instead now moves to gradually resolve it. Whereas the first half was about Clark searching who he is in the universe, the second half is all about him having to, based on that search, finally once and for all choose who he is. Uh, but the way it's, that they it's an easy the choice. Of, yeah, I don't really... Yeah, the way that they inform the weight of this decision is really pathetic, though. Yeah, this is one of those, like... Do you want to experience infinite pain for all eternity, or do you want to have an ice cream? You're like, um... What flavor? Well, yeah. What flavor? <laughs> just... You know what does better, what flavor? Just give me the ice cream. For reference, folks, this isn't a choice between Krypton and Earth, which could have been interesting if you'd done that correctly. Uh, it's it's yeah. choice between killing every single person on this planet, or at least most of them from the way that they're going to approach this, and, and the implicate... Like, they, they say to Clark, for every one person you save, we will kill a billion or some bullshit. Uh, yeah. Then there's the, him. The, the mountain of skulls that he gets buried by for some reason that <laughs> Zod thinks that'll be convincing as an argument. <laughs> like... Yeah, you have Superman lives on Earth. He grows up on Earth. He has parents who are Earthlings. He has family and friends and all that sort of stuff. He has a job and he knows people. This is the only society he's ever known. Then Kryptonians show up and they're all fucking comically evil. They they <laughs> they, 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 they talk about their lack of morality as a plus. So you're like, yeah. Okay. But which one will Clark choose? Gee, I have no idea which one Clark would side with. Yeah. Now, if the Kryptonian 
Jesuits were super nice and amazing and they they had a whole cool civilization and they were neat and they were so happy to see him and they wanted him to come on back and hey the, look okay muppets in space did this better all right <laughs> fucking space did this better where gonzo decided to he searches for his family the whole movie because he's the only gonzo of all the muppets and there's no one else like him and he finally decided the tigger movie did this fucking better than man of steel all right this has been done so many times so much better than this it is a failure of this film and it's what? such a central part of the character quote-unquote decision it's pathetic wait like so, the most... so you're saying you weren't convinced by the part where he was drowning in skulls i mean that, I... One, that one would have got me I was like yeah well, that, those guys are cool i was convinced at that point but when he showed all of the the buildings and everything getting obliterated around superman that was where i was like you know I can yeah, definitely a... see the benefits here. Yeah, it should have basically the skulls. Exactly. Barbie Muppets and Tigger expert. <laughs> <laughs> probably a Barbie movie where she. Well, that's um. Hold up, that's uh. Oh, there's got to be one like that where she decides to be with like her true family or whatever like that because that's such a common thing. Um. Oh, and have to look back and find out. I think at the end of Princess and the Pauper, the Pauper Barbie <laughs> has the opportunity. To, no, I think she takes it. Never, never mind. That's not a good analogy. I'll get back to you on that one. There the might most, be the <laughs> most charitable way of interpreting this choice is a group of people who want to genocide all of humanity to terraform the planet, or humanity, which might be a little freaked out at the fact that you're an alien. It, that's the choice. I mean, if we bring it all the way down, lowest scale possible, you're just sitting there and your two friends are arguing. One of them's like, you can live in my house with me. And the other one says, no, I'm going to kill you and take your house and make it shit and then live in it. <laughs> and, like, you're you're the person who decides? I'd be like, I mean, dude, the, the other one's offering you to live with him and it's a nice house. Why do you have to destroy the house to live in it? What the fuck? Like, uh... <laughs> uh, that's course... a whole other thing, whether Zod should even bother terraforming the planet. Yeah, um, all the references we have are Clark is used to Earth atmosphere because he's lived here his whole life. You're like, okay, we're, we're fine. Like, the reason I'm going to set this is because nothing makes any sense, right? So first of all, if you're a Kryptonian <laughs> alien-y person, wherever you've been for a while, you can adapt to. You're like, okay. He goes on their ship and he starts coughing blood and they tell him he's never going to be able to be as strong as Superman while on that ship and that's why they can hold him down. However, Jor-El is released... And he changes the atmosphere on the ship to Earth atmosphere. That's why he gets his strength back. There's more bullshit to that. We're going to ignore it for a second. All <laughs> of the enemies are on Earth with their atmosphere-tisms. And that allows them to have access to super strength still. Because apparently that's just something they have in general. Even though it was stated like in the beginning that by going to Earth he's going to become super strong. They are also super strong. It's like, huh. Do you remember when Jor uh, Jor-El kills a whole bunch of Zod's men in the beginning? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, like, how the <laughs> fuck? Like, well, they have, like, normal human fights when these people are super creatures that can, like, tank fucking missiles. Like, how... how I just don't get how any of this works. Um, right, because the armor is as strong there as it would be here, and the armor the, is clearly incredibly hey, strong. Free, the armor deflects Superman's lasers. Not even the Kryptonian ships can do that. Well, they save they save the good stuff for the body armor. 
Which, by the way, is a complete reverse of Mando, so good job. Well, no, wait. Hey. Everyone other than Mando in Mando, I mean. <laughs> um, but then, of, on, of course, on top of all of that, you take the breathing masks off of people like Zod, and it takes them about ten minutes at most, and they're as powerful as Superman. So... Yeah, Russell Crowe. What's this character's name? Jael? Jor-El. Jor-El. He says specifically that the atmosphere on Krypton is harsher than Earth's. So why on Earth... Would you terraform? Hey, nice. He says that from his perspective, he thinks he's saying that it's harsher for Kryptons. The atmosphere on Krypton is harsher for Kryptons than it is on Earth. So yep. why on Earth would you terraform it? Yeah, you get I superpowers hope. on this goddamn planet. Yeah, but it's but it's inconvenient for twenty minutes. <laughs> um, because of course, uh, Zod and uh, the only other one I think vaguely is is the girl. Like, they vaguely start, they're the two that start experiencing benefits from, that's why Zod is, like, a almost unstoppable in the final fight. He's, like, he's got full into the Earth's benefits. And you start to wonder, if the atmosphere's better and you get superpowers, why in the world would you want to terraform Earth? You, like, well, destroy all so, of it. So, the big, so it's the like big a shitty planet. Part, the big important part to note is that the superpowers are from the sun, specifically, not Earth. But, at the same time, that means that you don't need to terraform it. Right? Yeah, like why, you can live on oh, Earth. Those superpowers have to come from. Yeah, Clark um, is proof of that. Remember, the sun is hitting them for ages before they get the powers. Mm. Yeah, no, I know, I know. So, like, I, they, no, they like, specifically no talk way, the about as a problem. I agree. They specifically talk about the atmospherics. Is what is changed maybe by those um, masks. Well, they're wearing. Yeah, they're wearing the the suits and everything without the masks so maybe only their faces have superpowers like they have well, really good the taste like, and smell i don't know like zod takes off his mask it takes like 10 seconds for him to, to oh, yeah. chill out you know what i mean as john bishop <laughs> just reminded me um there's a quote where he says would you like do you honestly expect us to endure years of pain like your son did to get used to the atmospherics yeah. like zod gets used to it in fucking minutes he's lying yeah yeah, yeah. clark went into a closet for a while and was all right so uh Things get oh, better when so you come people, out of the so people in the comments are saying in the comics it's the sun, but the the film kind of changes it. The, well, the I film flip flops, yeah, the because sun. they're in the sun yeah. for a while. It's only once they start having to breathe Earth's atmosphere that they start to experience uh, the X ray vision and shit. But but then if you, it, I guess that's what I mean, right? If it's the sun, then there's no reason to terraform the planet, and if it's Earth, then terraforming the planet will cause you to lose your powers. So exactly. either way, it doesn't work. Terraforming yeah. is dumb. It's a completely nonsensical plot element that makes it, it, it's it's fucking bonker nonsense. That's just there so that we have stakes for the Earth being fucking destroyed. Or and it makes our villain incredibly brain. stupid. Earth is barely habitable, yeah. though. <laughs> Earth is barely habitable. That's, that's true. Um, that's oh, no. true. Yeah, so, for anybody who's confused, like we're, we're not mentioning at all the comics. I know that it's going to work completely different in the comics, or at least it works, you know, it actually works in the comics. It doesn't in this film, is the point. Um, but yeah, you see this visual? That is what Zod is trying to convince Superman with. You fucking yeah. kidding me? Zod has been touted as one of like best villains in the DCEU. I don't even think he deserves that embarrassing title. <laughs> yeah, he's fucking to crazy. Superman by getting him to stand on a pile of skeletons and then it drowns him in it. A drown? Yeah. How much? Would... Now we 
we've talked about this right or haven't we how was he able to make these visuals like, no yeah, idea happening? i don't know it's we a, don't know we we have to assume it's kryptonian mind hallucination yeah i guess that's one of their powers stuff. yeah it, it's, it's some tech <laughs> It's, it's they have a special hologram room <laughs> where they could do this or something. I don't. You would it. think you would think he would try to convince him by downplaying the genocide that yeah, would have to happen. Rather than he wouldn't even mention it. it. Well, All remember he, he do doesn't do have is... a sense of morality. So what even is this image? <laughs> Why would even it matter with, to him? Even pragmatically, you just like, well, he has something I want, so I should convince <laughs> him to it. give it to me. And instead. Like, instead of just telling him, hey, you have something that we need, could we have it? He's like, he goes on this this long-winded diatribe about destroying the earth and yeah, drowning in skulls. <laughs> yeah, like... What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> we needed another character called Flunk, and he was just gonna be <laughs> Superman's best friend, and he can help him understand. Like, this would be <laughs> Superman. If we show his Superman, this is an easy choice. Come on, you can do it. <laughs> Shut up, Flunk. You need to know I who I you am. Flunk, you just constantly <laughs> giving me the wrong information. Flunk goes up to Zod and he's like, maybe you should just ask him for it. Like, no! <laughs> I will find him. And yeah, uh, I think the film would have been way better if Zod were um, way more agreeable and intelligent but you find out his ultimate goal is uh krypton's over earthlings which which would be and perfectly reasonable remember, remember if, while we're talking about great character writing and dialogue you remember at the end of the film when he's about to fight superman he literally says you've taken my soul from me <laughs> <laughs> i think he, i think he says it weird too he says something like my soul that yeah, is that what you've is what taken, you've taken, from, taken me. from me and then Wait, he, I thought he didn't have morality. Is that not oh, soul well, and morality? Is, different. Yeah, the soul isn't morality. That's right. It's just <laughs> the fuck up, okay? <laughs> Whatever. Who cares? Who gives a shit? Yeah. Michael, Michael Shannon did good. He certainly emoted. He he, he did, did not do good, but it's not his fault. I will well, remember. find him. <laughs> I will find him. Where did you trade? On a farm? Oh my god, did I just scan directly to it? Holy shit. <laughs> oh no, I'm just ahead. Damn. I want to play it for the stream. There it is, yeah. I will find him! Pods are only big for enough for one! Yeah, I gotta play both of those clips now that we mentioned them, okay? So here's number one. Oh, oh. I will find him! <laughs> I like the drums coming <laughs> after he says it. <laughs> now I need to find the farm clip. <laughs> also, like, Master if their goal son. is to destroy humans, Where did you train? they've only got one On chick. <laughs> Sorry, what? <laughs> well, remember, because d by that point, Superman had already... This is why the final choice doesn't mean anything. He's already destroyed the chance of Krypton ever existing again. He, he blew up the ship. It's yeah. over. Like, um, yeah. And since you've just mentioned that, can we talk about briefly how fucking disappointing it was that Clark's line before deciding to save humanity was, yeah. Krypton had its chance. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> like, that's not even the issue, Superman. It's, it's not like, like if you're... Krypton's fault. It's this guy. Yeah, <laughs> like, he's missed also, the point completely. If you're supposed to be like attached to Krypton or something, that doesn't sound like a very nice thing to say. Yeah. 
Like if we're trying to go for that angle. It like like it's possibly my most hated line in the whole movie because it really tells you exactly who he is. Like uh at the core, this Superman. Like fuck off, yeah, Krypton. You had your shot. It's like, dude. <laughs> that what? was like your mom and dad, and there's plenty of good people. I feel like Superman missed the point of his own movie. Was bred to be a warrior. He didn't pay attention to his own Christ-like imagery. All right, I'm gonna play it. I'm gonna play it cleanly now. We just needed this one too. Trained my, my entire life to master my senses. Fucking goddamn! It takes so long. Copyright. You should let me play one-minute scenes. YouTube. It would be funny. Isn't that a good enough reason? Where did you train? I think that's good enough. On a fuck! I should know it. Yeah, that's a pretty good pause too. This is a guy who is ready to battle those <laughs> who fall on, on a farm. farm. On a farm. <laughs> what's, the, what's the dealio, Zod? Why'd you? I am farm? no corn. Farmborn. They are the disgustings. Yeah. Anyway. So when you have an actor like Michael Shannon who is capable of being very, very good, this is all the director's fault. And the dialogue, or whoever wrote it, whatever it is, it's some combination of all that. I wish I was trained on a farm. <laughs> anyway. Yes, and on multiple occasions, he does. This is the only occasion. Um, whoa, that guy's so dead. Um, I know that guy's dead. I like how Superman choosing to prevent a human being from splattering his organs across the floor is considered an interesting choice. It's not a isn't choice. It like, isn't uh, it like obvious? This is like, what I mean. I don't. I didn't detect this as being like, wow, this is so character driven. And like, I understand how it tells you what his character is, but I never thought this was out of the realm of Superman's character to begin with. Yeah, I. I. <laughs> this is to like. Can I save someone at like through no effort on my part and total safety? He's so dead. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's fine. You okay? Clark doesn't. I like how okay? he cuts off. Uh, where that guy dies immediately afterwards because the Kryptonian's right there. I mean, we've already been shown several times in the flashbacks that he chooses to go do the good thing. You know? Like, yeah, uh, we're... <clears throat> the idea that at that point yeah. in the film I was supposed to be like, will Clark save that man or not? It's like, what do, you, what do you mean? Yeah, before he saved him, it was in doubt whether or not Superman would try and save another However, person. if we're gonna do this, right? If we're gonna say every individual decision for him to save someone is characterization, then you have to concede every time he doesn't save someone or put someone in danger, that is a decision on his part too. Right, Absolutely. so when he crashes that spaceship through seven buildings, you know... When well, he tackles Zod into a parking garage, when he tackles <laughs> him into an IHOP, when he tackles him into a grocery store... Is, um... And when he flies up into space and, like, then they make that Wayne tap, uh, satellite crash into Earth and all of the debris rains on people, you know? <laughs> Well, there's an interesting one. I think I was bringing it up when uh, in the call before we started up. So, you got um, I, I don't know what the, the jets. They're coming in to to blast all of the Kryptonians and Superman fighting. Now, um, they were having their face off on the street, but they start firing before. They, so Superman, as you can see him here, he just zooms off to the side. He'll be fine, it's Superman, right? And then now I'm gonna play it without showing it on stream for for obvious reasons. Um, one three two two five is when he sped off to the side. I'm gonna put that in there. One, three, oh, two, how long two, it five. Takes to actually do anything, yeah. Well, and that's the thing. We do, I'm doing a real time for the movie, but um, well, real time for the actual like time code. Who knows how long it was actually in movie time? But uh, yeah, the bullets hit the Kryptonians, and they got a little annoyed. And then this dude here, 
like the big man, he jumps onto one of the jets, tears it to shreds. And, you know, as an audience member, you're like, oh my god, this perfectly sets just how horrifying these dudes are. We gotta be real careful. But we're already coming up to 20 seconds since we lost saw Superman. Where, where is he? What's he doing? Like, hello? People are getting ripped Man, to shreds uh, here. Yeah, like, you're you're here, right? In this town. This town has one street in it. Surely you can't get lost. And um, <laughs> if anyone wanted to be like, well, I guess he's out of commission. It's like, well, I doubt it, because um... they attack the, <laughs> the next jet straight after, and Superman saves it from him. It's like, the fuck, bro? And at this point, you just have to conclude, yeah, Superman's just a little incompetent. Soz. Oh, remember? More than a I little. We mentioned it. Remember how when he tackled Zod, you know, when he was saving um, Mar Martha, and then he, he tackles him through a petrol station and blows that all up? <laughs> he yeah. could have yeah. up that. Yeah, these are things, so, like, the best apologetics you can get is that, oh, it's all an accident. It's like, I don't think that's how this works. No, See, not like, when he has Superman is punching and punching and just throwing, and now I'm gonna, I'm just playing the scene for everybody. He's about to fucking drive Zod through, like, he, he, he took him here. Like, why did you do this? <laughs> Superman so, is grossly negligent. Yeah, so, um, if you wanted to argue, like, see, he's choosing to save people. It's like, he's also choosing to absolutely endanger the shit out of people. So I don't know what that tells us about him exactly. Nothing good. Hmm. Nothing heroic. Tonian, even though he was born on Krypton, he doesn't view himself as human even though he grew up on Earth. He doesn't- Which is bizarre. It, it is bizarre. bizarre. I think that's, that's the most bizarre. bizarre part of the movie, I think. Yeah. It's one of the things that bugs me the most about this interpretation of Superman making him, like, the whole idea is that he is a human being. That's kind of, like, the gist of it. And obviously, adaptation, you can do whatever you want, but I yeah. don't like it. It's it's really bad, really no, bad it, move. It goes beyond just the adaptation argument because I don't think it makes sense in the context of this movie. Yeah, actually, identifies I think, yeah, more right, yeah. with yeah, the Kryptonians. Kryptonians, sorry. I don't think it's we're given any weird. reason for him to. You're telling me that he grew up exclusively with two human parents in a normal human life, except he has powers for and thirty like, years. I, like I just don't really fit in in Earth. It's like, what do you mean? But, I mean, but you do though. You totally do. Yeah. Yeah, everyone treats you just like you're like you're a human, like you're you're one of them. We didn't really get what I would call the the content on that side of his development, I would say. And the only Kryptonians he meets in person who are actually who actually exist are genocidal lunatics. So you think it would be pretty easy? Yeah, uh. you think he'd you think he'd be very outspoken about how no, I'm not one of you. I'm a I'm a I'm her, I'm an Earthling. These yeah. are my people. Very, also, very openly someone, and very early in the movie too. Someone brought up like he is new to this. Like it doesn't matter if you're new when you're driving him. He drives him into these buildings. Like you have a choice of where you're gonna fly. Yeah. He clearly brings him down here deliberately. So I don't even like this whole time. You can try and think about what his decisions are, and then he takes him. You know what? Fight in the cornfield. Go for it. That's yeah, fight in the cornfield. But to take him out of the cornfield, probably Into not a great town. idea. Yeah. yeah. And and we're not even talking about the whole city fucking shit at nope. the end. <laughs> yeah. Dude, even Age of Ultron, for as crap as it was, tries to address the whole idea of yeah. saving civilians. Well, shut up, MCU shill. And that's oh, not. Yeah. Um... <laughs> they go well out of their way in that movie too to try to. Imagine if someone was in that car that just blew up. Yeah, someone probably was, Rip. honestly. Yeah. 
Mom will be back from getting gas any moment now. Hey, what's that? <laughs> <laughs> Remember when uh, just a little later, and there's theories about it being ADR. Uh, Superman says, "Get inside, like be safe. Get inside. It's not safe out here." It's like you drove on imagine, through buildings. Like why would it be safe to be no. in buildings? Now that I've just got that idea in my head of um. You know, like just the the opening scene of Batman v Superman is that kid whose mom got blown up at that petrol <laughs> station, and he's watching the news report. And then it plays that like boom, 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 dramatically. So it's got a, a meme of Kylo Ren. Zemo Smith. Where did you train? <laughs> Nowhere. Because that that would be Ray. It would make sense. I like it. Um, <laughs> But yeah, this, uh, the carnage in this movie cannot be understated, and I already know there's defenses, I'm aware of this. It's like, hey, it's his opening outing, okay? You can't get everything right. <laughs> Which is... You can't get hardly anything. Yeah, I can understand a couple of mishaps here and there, but he levels a fucking whole city. Hey, you like, know, come on. Let, me, let me create this completely, you know, random scenario in my head that I definitely aren't inspired by anything else. Someone's got something that's about to detonate and kill a bunch of people, they push it away from a crowd and into another smaller crowd and they look at the disaster that they've accidentally caused when trying to save their friends and the people around them. You know what mm -hmm. movie did that? Which one? They call it Captain America 3, The War of the Civil. Yeah. Oh, that really bad one? Yeah, the ba, really bad ba, one. Ba, ba. <clears throat> All right, Phil Mento, what else you got? He doesn't view himself as human even though he grew up on Earth. He doesn't place himself in a assigned role, but instead based on what he's Place you're not no, it's not that you're pre-assigned. It's that I grew up on Earth, my parents are earthlings, all the people I know are earthlings, I am that their culture is my culture, it's the only life that I've ever known. It's not that you've like been pre whatever to, to do this. Like, no, that's a result of what happens. It's the it's the opposite yeah. of prescription. It's like, not it's like a his life. Of what happens. It's not like his life on Earth is preconscribed into certain roles because that's not no. how Earth works. This isn't like a coming of age story where he. It's like a, like young adult <laughs> fiction where like he's in some dystopian society that like everyone is born to their certain roles, but he wants to be different. Like he's the emoji in the emoji movie. Like he's on Earth. Like he already has freedom to make his own way, and he chooses not I Earth. Could... He doesn't gonna choose humanity until later because he's an idiot. I'm going to choose to work here and go there and do this and have these things. Like he's constantly making like the life decisions because he's living on Earth as a person. Mm -hmm. Very bizarre. Is he trying to say that because of Jor-El sending him here? But he he was sent here to make his own destiny. But then you're like, well, what if his destiny was make his own destiny? Uh, at this point, it's just not even worth discussing. Mm. Place himself in any pre-assigned role, but instead, based on what he's learned so far, chooses to form his own. He wants both worlds to prosper, but he we never get to explore that. Yeah, yeah, none of this is... Yeah. Where is this in the movie this where he wants Krypton to prosper? This should have been the conversation where he's like, Krypton deserves another chance, uh, but it, it can't be at the cost of Earth. Like, yeah. Zod, we need to... Um, you need to accept that the Earthlings are like, you know, they are your... Earth is your new home. Earth is your new Krypton. And then you can try and create something where he's like, Kryptonians 
shouldn't. I don't know how how much of an idiot we have to make Zod to make this work. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, he, well, he's already an idiot. That's the problem. Like this conversation needs to happen where they actually address the the core issue, which is Earth or Krypton, and you have to choose one, and you have to make it so that Krypton is an actual good prospect instead yeah, of a horrible thing. Yeah, it's actually an appealing choice. Yeah, yeah. And then you can talk it's about either... it. Yeah, give give us something. You, you're gonna have to make it like an actual choice. Because there's an obvious correct answer here. Because he's about <laughs> to show the scene where Clark... So, to give you a timeline of events, because it's so fucking nuts, without adding criticisms, just what happened. You have, um... Zod invites Superman onto the ship. At the He says, otherwise, for, for if you don't, then the world will suffer. That's what he says. So Superman's like, okay, I'm coming on board. Then he tricks him with the atmospherics and takes away all of his powers, ties him up and takes a blood sample and says, I'm going to take the whole world, lol. Superman breaks out through some crazy shit that we're going to get to. And then he <laughs> destroys one of the world engines after he fights a CGI snake thing. And then he arrives at Zod's ship that has the big genetic room filled with the, the embryos. Breaks into the ship, starts up his lasers, and Zod says, If you destroy this ship... You'll destroy Krypton! And it's just like, motherfucker, making that claim after everything you've just put Superman through. Like... Yeah. Yeah. It's it's baffling, and he's such a bad character, like, trying to appeal to Krypton after everything you've done, asshole. Wait, I have a... <laughs> someone brought up a funny question in chat. Is Krypton waging war on Earth Ares' fault? How does that work? Oh yeah, that's very true. Ares got exploded though. <laughs> With love. <laughs> yeah, he got love beamed in the chest. You know, all so, that was missing yeah. dialogue wise was him saying, No love, my only weakness. I <laughs> will destroy you. Oh no, they got that one, Rags. That one was in there. They nailed that one. I just meant, you know, they need a bit more. I'ma fuck you up. He will not let one do so at the cost of the other, which is where the emotion of the plot comes there from. There is no emotion. They don't in this do plot. that properly. I'm sorry. You're giving yeah. credit where it's not due. The idea yeah. that it was a choice between Krypton and Earth is never in any way leveled out. It doesn't make any sense at all as a choice. Yep. It's laughable. It is actually worse for the Kryptonians to choose Krypton. How did you even do that? Like, how did you write it so that the people whose planet they want back wouldn't have wanted it with everything we understand? Well then, maybe you shouldn't have kidnapped me, took my powers, took my blood, tried to kill all of my people, and destroy Drown my planet. Me in skulls. Maybe you shouldn't have done all of those things. Maybe I don't you know. should have asked. Fucking hell! Crazy. Like, can I have the thing I need to save our people? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, Dude, great. Awesome. If um, yeah, that's oh all right. <laughs> if this all happened before Ares had been killed, and Ares is like for some reason like not cool with kryptonians they're like ruining his whole plan with humans and so he actually comes in and starts battling zod like fuck off get out of my planet <laughs> i wanted to kill them all Let ruining me do it. it he's like oh you're destroying them all oh you're terraforming it ew i don't like this ew, ugly no, gray right. planet no what this doing? is great i like yeah i like this one krypton was shit krypton exploded what a terrible line. Krypton what a horrifically chance. bad line. That's not the issue, Superman. Krypton <laughs> had a chance. It's like, that's, that's kind of an asshole thing to say. What was his name? Flunk? 
Flunk, yeah, yeah. Flunk, yeah. Flunk the voice <laughs> flunk of reason. <laughs> flunk is a real hero, let's be honest. Yeah, he, he needs to just pop up in these. Oh my god, the pause screen for Superman was kind of terrifying. <laughs> you you could there's so many lines that work so well. We've already had um one of the, some of the top comments on the the unlisted um Man of Steel copyrighted now, so you can't view it. Um thing those people were suggesting better lines. And it's like literally many things. I'm not gonna say all. Many things would have been better. And I just I don't know what they were thinking. Um, an unsung hero in this. Journey. He also has to be drawn with a lump on his head. There's gonna be a reason for that, okay? Yeah, that's canon. Is All right. Flunk's, Flunk's massive brain. <laughs> <laughs> the, big, the Flunk brain. That's how he writes his name in signature. It doesn't look quite right, but you can kind of see that it says Flunk. Yeah, I like how his leg is disconnected from his torso. <laughs> there he goes, fixed now. <laughs> Poor old flunk. And that DCEU should keep it mind. Oh shit, we skip. Oh my goodness. Don't have its chance! <laughs> and that's essentially what the yeah. DCEU should keep in mind about the character side going forward. When you have scenes not driven by plot, make sure those scenes always further explore your hero's in inner journey. Is it? I yeah. I didn't even notice. They did it a couple of times in the movie. It's, it's definitely handheld. I'm pretty yeah. sure I mentioned that in our recording as well. Yeah, I, I don't think there's that. a locked off shot in the whole movie. I think it's all held. You might make be sure those scenes that. always yeah, further like... explore your hero's inner journey of want and struggle. Because like when I'm standing and I'm looking at something, I don't have like the palsy or something, well, and it... I'm just like <laughs> swinging around. It gives the I'm scene just... intensity, ranks intensity. This is a very intense scene. Yeah, it's like, revealing his suit. Look at it. Yeah. It's all, it's all, oh, yeah. It's, it's sexy. intense. Can you believe, I mean, by the way, if humanity hadn't found this fucking ship, like, he wouldn't even have his Superman outfit. I don't know. It's so weird to me that, like, how everything worked. The ship is just there, and he humans spotted it one day, and he overheard a conversation about it. Like, fuck the plot. It's so bad. <laughs> it's not yeah. driven by plot. Make sure those scenes always further explore your hero's inner journey of want and struggle. And when you finally ramp up... Wait, so if it's not about the plot, it's gotta be about character. What if it's about the world building? As a cub. It's 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 the the point is whether it's executed well or not. Like, yeah. shouldn't that be obvious at this point? Like, do it well and it's fine. Not every scene needs to further the literal plot if it's executed well. If it's if it's communicating something in terms of world building or you know theme well, or character, whatever it is, as long as it's done well. The sort of fun, the fundamental people usually appeal to is that um your scene needs to give you some form of piece of information that either commits to a payoff or builds to a payoff. There needs to be something... Well, wait. Sorry, could you repeat that again? So, if... Like, the fundamental people usually appeal to is that the scene has to achieve something in terms of new information or useful information, and that's going to be in relation to paying th something off or leading to payoffs. Um, yeah, that's generally... Though I think that, um... You could have stuff... I think I think that people tend to very rigidly, like, one of the most common and incorrect pieces of writing advice is that if it doesn't advance the plot, cut it. It's like, well, what if it's advancing the character or the theme or the world? But, like, I'm even in favor of... You can have stuff that's point is to not have a point necessarily or something that could yeah, be... Yeah, it, depends it, it, on it really depends on execution, yeah.
the one like, I'd want to appeal like to. Quentin is... Tarantino's character in Reservoir Dogs ranting about Madonna, and then the conversation <laughs> about tipping like that doesn't further the plot, but it's interesting and you learn a it's lot about the character. Because yeah. it's his character, so that counts. You got to find something that doesn't further character, plot, world building, theme, anything at all. But then argue why it should be kept in. But also, what if it's just a talk? joke? Like literally, are there any you movies that have scenes that don't further anything? I feel like the point is that they don't do it well, not that they don't do it at um, all. Um, I guess that scene of just having Steve Trevor see all the modern day stuff isn't like advancing anything really. I mean, you could call it character stuff, but the point is that it's I guess, done oh, yeah. poorly, in my opinion. But, like, but, I don't know who Fermento is arguing knew that they would. Yeah, no, I'm not sure either. Hmm. Scenes always further explore your hero's inner journey of want and struggle. And when you finally ramp up the plot toward the end, don't just forget about that character journey, but instead force your what hero journey? to... Oh my god, the advice. When you get to the point where your plot is ramping up, don't forget about your characters. It's like, yeah, that's... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> thanks. It just, just shorten it, don't forget about your characters. Don't forget about things that matter. And you're yeah. Don't forget about anything that's important. Don't forget. I think Remember, uh, maybe he's forget. right. Maybe we should be advising this because all we get these days, it's like, hey guys, you have characters in your movie, by the way. You don't need to just have things explode. It's like, hmm. Yeah. Based <laughs> on what those characters are, it'll inform what they actually do, and what they do is the plot. So it's funny like, as well because he's obviously appealing to like how we keep with Clark in this ending. So when he decides to destroy Zod's ship, that's like a culmination of all of what we've learned in this film about his. It's like, no, no, no. He does the obvious thing. There's no other what fucking journey. choice to make that would be reasonable. Like, what what benefit is there to Clark for him to not destroy that ship? Remember, the world building, sorry, world engine has been destroyed at that point. So, you know yeah, what? Actually, not... <laughs> if the world engine is destroyed, which means the atmosphere of Earth can no longer be fucked with by Zod, but he's also got all of the embryos on that ship, and then Clark has the codex, technically speaking... You could now appeal to Zod, being like, the world engine is fucked, so can you please land this ship, and we can talk about what can happen with Krypton, or Kryptonians. But instead he's like, nah, Krypton had its chance. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I don't know. That's yeah. kind of funny to think about, actually. You, you know at the, end of, at the end of Treasure Planet, you have Long John Silver Cyborg, and he's holding on to the ship full of treasure, and Jim is down below and he needs some help or he's going to die. And Silver looks at the ship full of treasure, which is what he's been looking at the whole movie. Then he looks at Jim and then the treasure and the Jim. And then he finally decides to save Jim. Spoilers. Like, this is like basic shit. Mm -hmm. you give me a reason to care about a decision that characters are making. And in a movie of this budget and this scale, you think that the basics, they'd, they'd nail. Mm-hmm. Remember, um, the re I guess a reverse of that would be when Benny chooses the money. The treasure had its chance. <laughs> <laughs> um, in the mummy, when Benny Benny keeps trying to get more more jewels and gold and shit, and then it eventually costs his life because he's not worrying about what's important. And I mean, Indiana Jones has done this several times, right? Yeah. Where like, Carrot, what was her name in Last Crusade? You're reaching for the for the uh for the um holy grail. Elsa, yeah, Paul. Elsa's yeah, reaching Elsa. for the grail. Yeah. And he's like, "Come on, stop it!" Like, and uh, in Crystal Skull, ugh, that British I can guy. It. Then she falls, and then Indy's in the same spot, and then his dad's like, "Let it go, Indy." 
Mm-hmm. Just, I'm just now thinking about this because it kind of I, I haven't even thought about the fact that like yeah all the embryos are on that ship because you see them pour out and it's just like wait and why did Superman destroy all of them? They had their chance. But <laughs> or those or did is Superman like did he commit like super abortion? Well, look, I got the image up. That's that the, the embryo. That's the embryo tank. It like explodes and all of it pours out. I'm guessing this is the juice that ends up making Doomsday. <laughs> It might be actually. It's, oh my god, that's the oh doom boy. juice. It's the doom juice, everyone. <laughs> Look at this high res doom juice. I can. That's a good question. It. Why he would destroy all that? Because like, they're not the ones trying to genocide. Oh god, here we go again. The pods are empty. Okay, so they're empty. Oh, okay. Codex, Does he know that? Does he know how this works? I don't fucking care. The codex, right? It allows them to grow people in these pods. So destroying the pods is effectively genociding Kryptons. So Kryptonians, okay, do you understand? Do we get there? <laughs> Excellent. It's like swallowing cum. Just gotta connect those two thoughts, you know? Don't wanna hurt your brain too hard there. But, um, <laughs> yeah, all the pods get fucked by Superman, and I'm starting to think there was an actual interesting choice here, but nobody realized it um, in this film, being... World engines destroyed, we've got a couple of Kryptonians left. Yes, they're angry assholes, but they can't terraform the world anymore, so now can we actually have the conversation of, can we live together? Is that possible, Zod? You cunt. That's <laughs> uh, so bad. Yeah, well, like I said, the, the actual drama would, was potentially there, but they just never did it. Because yeah. the person who wrote it was, um... Oh, that... Well, you know, the person who wrote all those <laughs> other ones. Character journey. The embryos had their chance. <laughs> <laughs> Instead, force your hero them. to overcome the external plot obstacles by choosing the resolution for it. Choosing the resolution for Oh, God. That, he said that so dramatically. It must have been a really Yeah, I like how he's got all these little boxes here as if he's built up a point. It's funny. <laughs> but he hasn't. Yeah, this is a very empty video. The point is fully loaded. Have characters. Like, yeah. Thanks. Whoa. Don't forget your character development later <laughs> in the movie. <laughs> okay. Does he not no blink you. at the same speed? Each eye, each eye blinks at a different speed. <laughs> <laughs> so if you catch her at the right time, you catch her mid the driver. Pee the driver. Plot the driver. See, so we had a scene yeah, the, the character is the drive, and the plot is the driver. Don't you think there was a better <laughs> way to format? No, this? that's the opposite. The formatting, yeah. Surely that's surely he got those reversed. Yeah, the surely it's the character the driver. Who is the driver of the plot. The plot is the drive. Surely yeah, he I think got you're right. He surely got that mixed up. If I was to eyeball it, I would have assumed it would be the reverse. That the driver would be the person, and then the drive is the external shit. Yeah. Or what comes from within them as a result of the you know like ship. the drive between A and B and you're the driver. <laughs> See the drive, P the driver. Yeah, I feel like he can. And, you, and if if he's doing the meme of like how C drives and well now I don't think that is what he means. <laughs> now yeah, I'm very I'm not confused. Anymore. Secondly, the way Man of Steel succeeds at the plot side is by establishing an external scenario that features all the required components of a functional GSU. plot. Go oh. All the required components of a functional plot. Goal, stakes, and are. urgency. Goals, stakes, and urgency. Urgency is the stakes, though. Goals, stakes, and urgency. Yeah, I, I feel like S and U are just... 
um, the same. How do we split? Maybe these it's up? like 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 the the urgency is how staky the stakes are. I suppose. Well, if you have you know good guy fights bad guy, goal kill bad guy, stakes you both have X amount of power, urgency the whole room is falling apart within the next few minutes. Um. What? What? <laughs> oh my goodness, metal! I agree entirely. Stop shooting yeah, the helicopter crash your... into your house. Or... Very tiny helicopter. Yeah, metal. Your mic is all tis me. What? I'm not even doing anything. It just went. <laughs> yeah, it went like. There was nothing in here. Like I didn't even touch the microphone. I don't know. I don't know if you need to yeah, unplug and plug some... it back in or something. Yeah. Or... Give the old plug and unplug. Stop farting. <laughs> Stop farting. That is a weird fart. If it's he's German, it's what <laughs> comes out sounding like an Apache helicopter. All right. Well, while he's doing that, oh, so. is it back? Are we fine now? I think now, we're all right I now. So. I think yeah. so. Yeah. I don't. I didn't even touch the microphone. I didn't adjust anything. I don't know. <laughs> Wow, Mel, so fucking everything up. Jeez, on purpose, too. Sorry, you you no. have clear gold stakes and urgency. Uh, yeah, sorry about that. Stakes and urgency. Even though the main plot here does go through a couple shifts in the process, the central crux of it is arrives to Earth in order to, well... Krypton lives again. What happens to Earth? The foundation has to be built on something. So that's what he says? <laughs> the foundation skull. has to be built on skulls and death, but... What yeah, did, so... like, how does anyone watch this and not laugh at how fucking yeah, like, absurd oh, it is? Yeah, it's like, oh, you're clearly the evil person here. Well, I think some yeah. people might be like, well, yeah. And you're like, yeah, but... <laughs> but Zod doesn't see himself like that, surely. Zod and if is... Zod is just one acting intelligently, he's not going to show Clark this. I almost want to like... He's going to be like, no, I just need the I just need the codex for you. Can can we have that? I want a, I want a little piece of paper with Zod at a desk and a little crayon, and I'll be like, okay... <laughs> You care crayon. about your people. You are going to kill all of my people to get your people. Do you see where I might have an issue? <laughs> Much in the same way that you have an issue. And he's just like, huh? No, I thought I'd convince you by showing you the skulls. I'm confused. <laughs> and I thought I would convince you by uh, having something drag you into the skull while... <laughs> that was an interesting playing. choice, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Ignore the skulls. <laughs> yeah, ignore the skulls, they're totally coincidental. I like how all of the imagery, it's like, so one of the destroyed things, a playground, like, swing set, um, a farm, which is where he's from, why did you think these would work? <laughs> Dead children and farms. <laughs> Alright. It reminds a... me of the mom in Hill House trying to drag Luke into the grave, as <laughs> if that will convince him. You said that on the Fat movies as well. Mm -hmm. I think you did, uh, spoilers. <laughs> Everyone's gonna know. I also like that's what you how, think. Um, I don't know what Zack Snyder's deal is, but he seems to really like the black Superman suit. I don't understand. Oh yeah, we're getting that in that Snyder Cut, right? Yes. Yeah. For whatever reason. <laughs> right, Zod is here to upgrade, or I guess to us, downgrade. Earth. No, to him. No, it's downgrade to, to everyone. It's yeah. downgrading to everybody. Crypt, look at it. Look, Krypton shit, and it exploded. So, like, don't, <laughs> don't do that. Listen to what everyone says in the movie. Krypton is just worse, and he says the reason they're going to commit to the worse one is because they won't be a painful upbringing, which is bullshit. Because you yeah. guys get to be superheroes. 
And babies cry <laughs> anyway, so fuck it. Yeah, look, Clark did <laughs> fine. You just gotta be careful with him, alright? And Earth I will gladly suffer through 20 minutes of whatever that is to get mega super flight laser beam oh, mega yes. strength powers. Oh, yeah. Not even, not even yeah. close. And if someone made that decision for me, I'd be like, all right, I guess. Well, you know. It, oh, we haven't you know, even I'm covered. Amazing. Someone's like, terraform a different planet. Oh, we haven't. Ooh. <laughs> oh, the fucking world building for the Kryptonians. We'll get there. We ain't um, even getting into that mess There's yet. so much to talk about that I don't know where we'll fit that in, but we'll get there. To a new crypt. And just by that external scenario alone, we already have all the plot components built in. Okay, true, but it's all built on matchsticks, so what do I give a fuck? Like, all of it makes no sense. All of Everyone's yeah. choices and all the mechanics, they're all bullshit. But yes, you know, there's a giant fucking laser, it's gonna destroy the world, we gotta stop it. It's like, yeah, okay. So you, see, this is all what right. I mean about this style I of criticism. So. Like we've got the goals, the stakes, and the urgency. It's like yes, but they're all terribly written. Mm -hmm. But they're there, so that it's means like, it's well, good. That means it's <laughs> the stakes. They're there. Well, you know how he said, um, he said underwater is like crap. I'd be like, goal, get out of the Mariana Trench. Stakes, you could die at any moment if things go wrong. Urgency, the sh the the whole station is falling apart. Oh, I guess underwater is great. We did it. You know, oh, they, made a, they made a cheap <laughs> Italian knockoff of Underwater where they have to escape the Marinero's Trench. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like this isn't enough. We need to talk about the specifics to see if they did it well, because applying goals, stakes, and urgency, I don't even know if there's a film that you can't apply those to. Is there a story that doesn't have goals, stakes, and urgency if you're being generous in terms of how it's, everything's flowing? I mean, Maybe you have to, like, like, you have to have a plot. A plot is, it's like an emergent property of just events. events. Yeah. You can't not have a plot, even if it's, if a chair sitting in a room, there, there's a plot. It's a, a chair sitting in a room. I don't know. Um, that might be where the limit is for me, because I was about to say, like, yeah, a, if, a, a like, guy sitting in the chair changes. in the room. Nothing happens to it. Well, I guess if it's, if it's a two-hour movie of just a chair in a room, <laughs> just there. But, yeah, like it, how would you it, it, how would you synopsize that on the back of the disc or the cover? There's a chair in a room. <laughs> it, no, this <laughs> it represents stability. <laughs> what will happen? Find out. In the chair. <laughs> <laughs> I would. Yeah, Probably I would have. Nothing, but I, I, I would um, find out. Yeah, it's like a, a a chair continues to remain where his it has been erected inside of a. Uh, because I because I say erected because I, I imagine a folding chair like mm. someone just brought in a folding chair and you know and they opened it up that's the sound they make and they put it down on the uh, ground there and they just filmed it for two hours and so the plot is the chair continuing the chair to had its chair exist the chair <laughs> smashes it over Homer's head <laughs> oh, oh. what did where did uh, you learn to be a chair on a, a folding table yeah that's right oh the folding table. <laughs> <laughs> the goal we're doing is stopping Zod's machine. Okay, you really gonna just like ahead of time? The goal is to stop Zod. The stakes, Earth is at stake. Urgency. You have a, a ticking clock on the world engine. I'm like, yeah, I know. Why is this special? Yeah, fucking everything. How did does we this. get here? Earth into Krypton. The stakes, or why we have to do it, is all the lives on Earth that we yeah. got attached to on our character journey. The urgency, no, I don't or... not attach to anyone except oh, well, for I mean, Ginger Kid again, and his eye right, No, you stop. You're talking about the <laughs> it's details. It's right, because Underwater what? has all three of these things. 
You gotta stop talking about the details. That's not what we're focusing on. We just have to establish there are stakes through people might die. There are stakes. Oh my goodness. I feel like a lot of films will pass this test, gonna be honest with you. This is a video with a it has film perfection in the title and he's describing that there is a goal. This film the film perfection. This film has a plot. That's all it takes. It's a very low bar, except it's if it's a ripoff of Alien, then it doesn't meet that bar for Fuck some reason. Fuck those films, particularly. They don't have GSU. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is, I mean, it's mostly kind of right now. These three components serve as the external driving force behind the second half of the film, and they are the thing that makes everything we do... Why does he take so long to say, yeah, this is the second half of the film. It's just this. Yeah, this is EFAP telling him to hurry the fuck up. Like, he uses a lot of words to describe- Because he just did the- He told you that Zod has to be stopped because he might kill a bunch of people and it's got to be right now. And that is what the second half of the film is. That's what he's telling you. And now I want you to listen to the words he uses. We got attached to on our character journey. The urgency, or when it has to be done, is... I mean, it's mostly kind of right now. These three components serve as the external driving force behind the second half of the film. Do you understand what I'm trying to tell you? Do you understand the point I'm making here? Jesus fucking um, Christ, mate. I, I get I get lost when he talks. Like, yeah. my mind my mind wanders away. Like, I can't... Yeah. I can't there's nothing... It's like I've fallen in a river... But Wait, it's not it's not a swift river and it's not like fast or deep. Well, no, no, it's just like I don't care about grabbing onto anything. <laughs> it's like I've fallen and I get it's like a lazy river at a theme park and I'm just like I don't have anything to do, so I guess I'll just go around in circles for a while and not grab onto anything. That's what it's like to listen to this. Zod, Zod was a species supremacist. Why do you guys think he would settle on living with humans? That should have been never, the drama. That yeah, should have been it. Never, yeah, we really, never got it. Yeah. Yeah, we never talk about this. Sorry that that's not in the film when there. you wanted it to be, because it ain't. Yeah, it's not in the film. And they makes everything we do in the second half serve a clear functional purpose in Jeez. one form. That clear? All he said is we have to beat Zod. That's all he said. <laughs> Jesus. Or another. Now, could the plot in execution have been better than just another blue sky beam threatening the whole world? That's yes. That's not even where yes. my issue lies. Yes. I don't fucking care it about the sky It could have been beam. better. <laughs> But yes, thank you for better. asking. But yes, it could have been a lot better. <laughs> if he's gonna say yes, I'm really curious how this becomes film perfection. <laughs> but, all right. Yes, but at the same time, I'll concede oh, it that is. it does still do the job to earn its purpose. How is this perfection? No, it if it could have been how way better, this? I don't know. <laughs> I think we have different definitions of the word. Like perfection. it could have, it could have been flawless, but it could have been flawless in a better way. Oh right, I see. <laughs> <laughs> of existence. I mean, I guess that makes sense. Right? If if perfection is without flaws, you could have done something else that was um, more satisfying, but also without flaws. So do you mean like, like if a story was perfectly functional, but it could have been improved, but it doesn't mean it's not perfectly functional? Yeah, like, um, like you know how they rate dives in the Olympics? Mm hmm Right, so for, I guess for those of you who don't know, I'm not a diving expert. Don't um... I don't know every dive in town. However, um, based on like the difficulty of the dive that you're doing, it's like your max score. So you could like, I think you could dive. You could make an easy dive perfectly, but you could only get so high. Mm. But you could also do a different, more difficult dive. And if you do that perfectly, your score will be much higher. Which, by the way, I 
I think, think that's how it works. The two comparisons I would actually sub in as films would be 12 Angry Men versus Lord of the Rings. Like, mm. that yeah. is a... The first one is a simple, relatively simple dive done perfectly. The second one is a very complicated dive done pretty damn well. There we go, we did it. We solved film. Yeah, we did it. We're, <laughs> we're the analogy kings and queens still do the job to earn its purpose of existence, especially when you pair it up it's with the character journey choices that... Uh, I don't like the way he writes his scripts. They annoy me. Mm -hmm. Are you sure he, he even writes his scripts? Because later, I mean, he said vanity earlier. When, when he meant futility. Makes, which that makes it really... seem like he's... He's freewheeling. Yeah, when he, like if he was looking at a script, he wouldn't see the word futility and say vanity for whatever reason. Unless, or maybe I feel he did. Like, I don't uh, know. The more fundamental thing for me, because like I'm glazing over here, and it's just because this whole video <laughs> like feels so directionless. Uh, I, I like guess, um, yeah, like I'm turning into a donut as I sit here oh, because no. I'm just like <laughs> have, it's, it just feels middle? like we're going in circles and like we're not getting anywhere uh, and it's all rudderless and like I don't, uh, no, I don't know what point he's doesn't have a rudder. Well. I can help you, Fringy, okay? So I'm said, a donut like that's rowing down a, a, a river, all right? It's a donut that's going <laughs> kayaking, and the rapids are just getting too fast, and we're losing track of where we're going. This video is a soggy donut. Donut Fringy had his chest. This video is a soggy donut without a rudder, yes. <laughs> Um, it's probably going to be people drawing you as a donut now, but um, <laughs> well, that's yeah. It's, I it's see, I see people are, are noticing that it's dough, like no, don't I, I see people ah, figure that out. Yeah, oh, get on it, get so, on so, it, guys. To make sure, because I uh, make sure everyone's following, is that he's described that there is a plot and it functions. That's where we're at in the video. He said it. I feel like I, yeah, okay. He said it in a longer <laughs> way, but still. Someone in saying that Zod is clearly a supremacist, you don't need them telling the audience for it to be obvious. No, they never have that conversation. No, they That's never, yeah, they never even bring it up. So, the idea that, because I, maybe we agree with this commenter, yes, Zod does indeed act completely villainous and gets defeated because of his crazy villainous plans, he never thinks through anything whatsoever. If he well, had said, I, I refuse to live with human scum, um, and then Clark yeah. said that that's the only way Krypton's ever going to live again. That hey, would be rebel scum. That would be a really interesting fucking conversation to hear, but we never he get it. He doesn't do that though. He doesn't yeah. say that I don't want any humans here for Kryptonians to thrive. He says I don't want to deal with twenty minutes of pain or whatever. <laughs> yeah, that's what he pain. says. <laughs> that's the point. Not that there are humans here. That's just to terraform Earth. You have to kill the humans, and oh well, you have to break a few eggs to make an omelet. That's yeah. his point. Got to be built on. He doesn't say when Superman is like, "What's it going to cost?" He doesn't say, you know, um, of course it'll cost the human pestilence. They'll be fucking erased. That's good. He says, "Well, you know, it's got to be built on something." As if to say, <laughs> "Oh yeah, humans have to die." Yeah. Yeah, that's what he says. He doesn't say, oh, these humans scum, they're like, why would inferior, you care? and I am superior. Like, Clark, why do you give a fuck about these humans? They're terrible, they're the worst. This species is redundant, even though we're about as good as them when we don't have their atmosphere. <laughs> God, yeah, so weird. Yeah, that wouldn't make sense either, but at least it would go some way to explaining his motivations. But he doesn't even say that. That's basic stuff. The movie doesn't even do it earn its purpose of existence, especially when you pair it up. It earns its purpose of existence.
Yeah. That's so about the blue laser. Earns its purpose. Like, yeah, it's can, can you, can you go back? I already reason. forgot what he said earlier. What is this sentence? <laughs> I summoned you. God, it really frustrates me when we listen to these like videos and just the writing is so bad. Like, and not even just the points that are being made, but just the, the way that the sentences are constructed are I just so think, broken. Um, it's like the, an AI generated script. For a yeah. long time, making videos in the video essay like genre category, it's like a pass for how good your script is already. It's like, well, you you're you're making video essays, so your script is probably pretty good. Like, wait, what? No, you would hope so. I but but this didn't get redrafted. That's for sure. No, yeah. it didn't even get re-edited. I was about to say, of course it did, because he fucking corrects his mistakes with text. A blue sky yeah. beam threatening the whole world, yes. But at the same time, Only I can 5, see that it does died still in do this the... movie, right? Oh, I guess we can bring that up, yeah. Uh, Zack Snyder said that only 5,000 people died in the, the event that is Man of Steel. No yeah, way. Poor shit. Yeah, if 3,000 Wiz... people died in 9-11, uh, yeah. Then, so yeah, and the five thousand people did. Yeah, I this. I was... want to show people yeah. this image, right? Because I sent this while I was um, looking. I uh, was trying to finish watching the film again to you guys. So um, <laughs> now you might be thinking to yourself, "Okay, fine, mutually, that's a lot of damage." But I could maybe picture there is five thousand people in this image. It's like, yes, this is about zero point five percent of the damage done in the entire movie. So. Well, it's just, it's just, again, like Rags just said it, so about 3,000 people died in 9-11, and those buildings were, like, there was evacuations of large portions of those buildings, so if, like, even more than two buildings collapse here, which they do, there's, like, 18 buildings collapse, there are a lot of people who are dying in this event, and it's not 5,000. This out. is, like... It, imagine it, imagine if like 10 square blocks of New York, like Manhattan, just got obliterated. You know, oh, 5,000 people. Hey. It's like, are there like 2 million people here in like an average day? Hey, Rugs, do you think, judging from this, that Lawrence Fishburne didn't make it? God, yeah, they're dead. <laughs> yeah, I think that this guy's totally dead. <laughs> there, There is a, there is an interesting hesitance that people have to run away from this thing in this movie it's it really interesting yeah it does contribute oh, to the death too. count undoubtedly somebody yeah. mentioned something super interesting that um five thousand casualties even the lowest estimate is a lot more people than have ever died from collateral damage in the avengers mm -hmm. and yet even that was enough for them to uh take action to yeah. legislate it big deal yeah it is a big deal yeah Anyway, threatening the whole world, yes, but at the same time, I'll concede that it does still do the job to earn its purpose of existence. It does do the oh, job to it. earn the purpose <laughs> of its existence. What a sentence that is. Let's throw in words to that sentence. Let's make the sentence longer. No, Let's make the sentence longer. It does feel I, that way. My teacher said I had to have 2,000 words for my essay, so we're going to throw in as many little articles and prepositions and all as much as i can stretch that especially shit out. when you up with the character journey choices that clark in the process has to make Kal-El, i say this surrender within 24 hours this is never really they don't this do anything with this though he's like if you don't surrender the world will suffer and Kal-El is like oh clark oh. is like yeah all right then i guess i'll go and see them. yeah yeah stop calling him Kal -El. Yeah. clark all right yeah. <laughs> I get it's tough for me they because they call him that throughout the fucking. I know movie. they <laughs> keep calling him that, and it really bugs me. It's it's seriously, it is like I'm not even like that big of a Superman fan, but my biggest pet peeve is when they call him Kal El. He's fucking Clark. That's the point. 
What's the also? Like what's the creepiest, weirdest way that I could show up to, <laughs> that I could use to convince yeah. the guy to give himself up? What's the worst <laughs> verbiage that I could use? Surrender himself to us, or else I'll fucking kill Earth. And I'm gonna make. I'm gonna take all yeah, the power the away. The world will suffer. It's like world wow. will suffer. Like, Look geez, at this so creepy... you're just like a bad person right off the bat. Like you're glitch arting your way onto a message with <laughs> a this skull. clear skull image. Like what the fuck yeah. are you doing, Zod? Yeah, it's one of, said, one of the things I said on the call is that like he has the technology to transmit this to every phone and every computer and every TV in the world, but he can't make a clear image. Like, what? Why is it glitch art? I don't understand. Because he... they have to be. This is their evil. Instead of them just showing art. up in their spaceship, going someplace, and be like, "Hi, we're aliens. Can we talk to someone in charge?" Oh, we have um, to clarify. So I'm seeing people in chat, like, to clarify, I don't have a problem with, like, Kryptonians calling them that. What I'm saying is, like, something that I've noticed in, like, a lot of media now, and that really bugs me, is when characters who should be calling him Clark call him Kal-El. Like, the, like, I, th I like think the Wonder best, Woman? we'll get to this when we get to Justice League, but, like, when, um, when they're trying to restrain Superman, Wonder Woman says Kal-El, the last son of Krypton, to try and jog his memory. Why would... Why would that jog his memory of who he is more than Clark Kent? Yeah. You grew up in Kansas. Your mom's name is Martha or something. You know what I mean? Like, the, why'd you say, why that did you say that name? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Galal, no. Like, this is, this is and, Galel, I enough. Like, I remember this happened in uh, Injustice too, but I almost feel like that was almost the point. Everybody who's retarded calls him Kal-El, but like everybody who's a good guy calls him Clark. And I always feel like that's deliberate, like on purpose, yeah. because they're emphasizing the human aspect. I think it's just fundamentally, if you are you are a guy, you've grown up your entire life in like Smallville, Smallville in Kansas. The only parents you've ever known are Jonathan and Martha, everybody that you know is a human being. And then, you know, 25 years later, you find out or 33 years later, because the Jesus are parallel isn't mm -hmm. any more obvious in this film that like oh no you're from a different planet and all that all of i don't see how any of that would ever like change fundamentally the identity that you cultivated as a human being yeah. and i get really frustrated when superman properties emphasize the god jesus aspect of superman rather than the very human mundane aspect of him he's just a humble small town guy with humble small town values who goes around and saves people it's superman he's not that complicated he's really like they don't understand what the like the term formative years actually means <laughs> yeah if i, I guess if it's, I was, it's you know if i was superman yeah. and someone called me kal-el i'm like no my name's clark no, i'm clark yeah stop calling me call kal-el i no that's not my name i don't respond yeah, to it'd that be like if, if somebody annoyance. turned up today and told me your name is schlubledoop it's like hey, oh it's not but as long right. as you add in the well if someone told you you actually were born on lawman and you were called schlubledoop you still wouldn't go by that from then on you'd be like yeah, i'd be yeah, like right. okay but that's not yeah and and it's like you know the the clearest example right when when superman meets like jor-el it shouldn't be that meaningful by comparison to it shouldn't be that meaningful by comparison to just his dad and his mom that actually raised him, like the people who actually were there for him. Yeah. It's um it's just confusing because I know that it's kind of, well, it's not kind it's, it's, it's sort had of its chance. <laughs> had its chance, yeah. Um like I I 
it is the it's kind of the adaptation argument, but it's also rooted in this film because in this film it makes sense. It would make more sense for I mean, him the, to everything you said made sense, whether the comics exist or not. Yeah, yeah. I guess it's just that um, it's I don't know why they did this from mm. the perspective of writing this story. Um, I I don't think I think fundamentally I'm more interested in the idea of somebody who's not technically from Earth but might as well be versus the god thing that they keep doing here i think that the uh, the old one the the campy lame one that people like that that's more interesting but i think it i think it would have been a really interesting character bit if when uh clark finds the spaceship and he gets the construct of his father jor-el and the construct calls him cal-el and Superman says, "No, my my name's Clark." You know, yeah. and that's something that he says. I could have been, could have gone a long way with stuff like that, but instead he just stands there like an idiot and just yeah. Just I, I think it all there's in. so much that you could have done, even even if you wanted to tell this type of story, you could have way you could have done a much better job of like reinforcing what the choice is, like the choice to adopt the identity of a, of the human being, like. If, if the central arc was he has his human identity and he's almost like searching for something more meaningful and then he realizes like, no, this is meaningful. And I feel like that's almost what the film wants it to be, but the film does not achieve that at all. And yeah, yeah, I wanted to bring it as well. When, when this message starts up, it knocks out all the lights. Um, yes, and then the lights come back on when, uh, when it goes I don't away. understand. Like it knocks all the lights off, but it keeps all TV screens and mobile screens on to send the message. Like, would how is that just... possible? Well, I don't even know what so, the fuck. The, 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 how does he di differentiate and to why? Make it spooky. <laughs> Some... So somebody well, I said this before, but he wants the ideal viewing experience for everyone at home. It's like, True. hey, shut those lights off. I got something important <laughs> to show you. It's some VLC glitch art. <laughs> We have uh, someone sent me an article. Uh, it's on BuzzFeed, so it might be true. Oh my god! Uh, but the <laughs> someone said there was an estimation done, a, a study done for BuzzFeed um, by Charles Watson and his team at Watson Technical Consulting to model and anticipate the damage done to Metropolis, both in the form <laughs> of human casualties and monetary cost. Oh and Watson Technical Consulting estimates that in the days after the attack, the known damage would be 129,000 known killed, over <sighs> 250,000 missing, most of whom would have also died, and nearly a million injured. Um, in terms of strictly physical damage done to the city, the initial estimate is $700 billion. <laughs> to put it in context, uh, to put it in context, 9-11's physical damage was $55 billion with a future or the further economic impact of $123 billion. So uh, Watson Technical Consulting estimates that the damage in uh, Man of Steel would be about $2 trillion. For reference... By Oof. the way, because I I was Oof. I was curious about this. Um, I'm pretty sure Hurricane Katrina is like the most uh expensive like uh thing to ever happen in America in terms of you know a disaster. The damage was 125 billion. So we're talking about what at least ten times worse, like Jesus. at least ten times more <laughs> catastrophic. Yeah. Do they even take into account everything that happened in Smallville? Like, obviously, it's a smaller place, but there's a well, lot of damage be, done yeah. there, too. That would be a lot of damage and a few deaths. Um, 
god damn like two trillion dollars this is basically the worst disaster ever well, <laughs> like yeah, ever think, in the history of we the say world on the efat movies but it's like there would be incredible ripple effects from all of this in the world that is the dceu not to mention all the alien tech by the way and how that would change everything too um something of a point on that is when um let me get, let me get it up uh, you know when lois is exiting the alien ship she um she yeah. takes off her breathing mask thing and just tosses it to the ground and it's like you this technology is incredible just fyi yeah, <laughs> yeah just hold on to it um i will sh i will show it on screen in a moment once we actually get to uh you know, you know how copyright is. There it goes. Look, she's gonna take it off. Add baboo. <gasps> she could have put it in the pod. She could have put it in the pod. <laughs> but oh well. Um. But yeah, there would be. It's it's catastrophe times a million. I don't know what to say. Like... Um. Just so that just just for us here. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say. Yeah, was, yeah, that's what I got. It's good. <laughs> we <laughs> see our lost son. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's what <laughs> <laughs> my people. <laughs> that's good. That is good job, good, good job, Kara. Or <laughs> watch this world suffer the consequences. What does your gut tell you? Uh, Hell, why yeah. would he? What give humans a chance? <laughs> <laughs> give humans a chance. Like if I don't if someone was about to mug like my mother, right? And he was coming at her with a knife and I was there and I could stop him with a gun or whatever, I would I wouldn't be like, maybe I should give my mom a chance. I'm trying to like th think like it baffles me that this is considered like the interesting development for his character. It's like will Clark choose to give humans a chance? It's like, where do you think you've grown up your whole life, you asshole? Like this whole world is filled with people that you know very well. Very good. It's like yes, but that's including the point. your mom. He does give it. It's like, this was never person. a choice. He's dealing with psychopaths versus the people he loves. Why is this interesting? Please tell me. I think yeah. the worst, the worst, the movie posits that humanity, you know, is, is that he got is, bullied a lot. No, it's that they might freak out if they realized he was an alien. Oh, C compared to the whole really Earth it. being destroyed, well, all of humanity being destroyed, I feel like this. Yeah, it will be okay. Well, I mean, that's very selfish if, if, at that point <laughs> if he's like, man, I'll be a freak, so maybe everybody should die. <laughs> wow. Yeah. For real. God. Crap movie. But all that said, despite certain- I'd love it if he was like, I'm not sure if I should give humans a chance, like, you're, you're, you're chill with them being genocided? Like, really? Like, you're even considering this? Like, wow. He's like, like yeah, but what okay, if they're uh... mean to me when I reveal myself? You're like, oh. Oh, maybe you're, just, you're bulletproof. You are bulletproof, my dude. You're gonna be okay, man. He's like, oh, yeah. you're a piece of shit. Other entries' ability to competently succeed even at this, I'd say they should. Oh my god, do you guys remember when the missiles are deflected and the missiles hit humans? Yeah. Like civil, <laughs> like yeah. the government's missiles yeah. fly into the civilians. Oh. <laughs> Such a, like, and then fuck it don't forget about the missiles flying into it remember when the jets fly into it well so yeah. this is the interesting thing about that right the idea is when they these missiles start hitting the civilians they establish like oh the magnetism is making it so that the missiles are hitting not our target so what we need to do is launch them while being closer but then 
the unfortunate result is by getting closer, they get dragged in themselves and killed. And it's like, so you're telling well, me because I guess closer, I guess we or... didn't realize that our own ships were also made so, of yeah. similar materials to those rockets. First of all, yeah, incredibly like, stupid. I don't know why they didn't yeah. think that that would happen. But secondly, so what if you just fire it from above down? Yeah, would that work? Or I'm pretty sure that would work. Oh. Also, guys, nuclear bomb might be an option worth I, considering. Um, I mean, well, at least we can argue. Well, they they, they fucking detonate a black hole in. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I, what I wanted to establish as well is that uh, I know some people out there right now might be typing this up. It's like, in fairness, these are fighter pilot people. You know, they're not necessarily as smart as YouTube film critics. You have to keep yeah, that in mind. But they're not stupid. No, no, come on. Like, we've been told this before. I do love that that argument, right? Like, oh. You know, people can make stupid decisions. It's like, yeah, I'm sorry that I assumed that the military is smarter than me <laughs> in a movie. That was my mistake, I guess. But, like, what of our instant... Like, I think three of us at the same time said, shoot the missiles from above because it's pulling things down because of gravity. So I think three of us were like, oh, just shoot the missiles from the top. Just fly down and shoot the missiles. And they don't do that. And it was just three... three idiot civvies here watching this TV show were like, oh, we figured it out instantly without even having to really think about it at all. Well, and they, this, the military see, is like, what are we going to do? I don't know. It's crashed into it. Well, it's magnetizing, you know, all forms of metal. Maybe if we fly toward it, like, that'll... <laughs> fly closer, John. Oh, no, it's sucking me in. Ah! I'm good. The good thing we're flying paper planes. Obvious here. So if you want to know more, you can check out my other videos on the topic. The thing about Man of Steel I do find worth noting though is its ability to weave in plot even to the sections where the plot doesn't yet exist. We already established the how plot this is happening plot. there. It weaves plot about? into sections where the plot doesn't exist. So the plot does exist in those sections. Yeah, we already went over this. Oh it was clearly God. plot in this portion, but this is also garbage. Like the, everything that comes together in this portion of the plot is really dumb. She takes one hey. photo at one random point in the night, and it happens to be when Clark is making his way to, to the ship that he heard mm -hmm. about because he heard two guys talking in a bar. It's like, fucking hell. Alright, so an idiot in chat said, You guys whine about the damage and casualties, then casually throw in nukes as an option? WTF. Oh, so sorry. The reason why I brought up nukes is that if the world engine thing keeps going forever, then everybody dies. And at that point, it probably would be better to use a nuke to I'm, stop it. I'm glad that you explained to the person that using a nuke is, is preferable over ultimate destruction. I'm yeah, extinction of the yeah. race. Yes. Let, yeah. me, let me tell you, man. One nuke can't kill all of Earth, but the world engine can. So maybe <laughs> it might be a good idea. Uh, yeah, nukes are meant to minimize the damage. It's still a lot of damage, but it's yeah. less than... It's like, you know, the only time nukes have ever been used in war was to do that. Whoa, 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 whoa. But nukes, nukes kill people, though, Rags. Oh, my God. So that, that's off the table, then. That's off the table, yeah. Let's ignore that. By the way... If only we could come up with a nuke that just, like, inconveniences a bunch <laughs> of people. What, it puts pebbles in people's shoes? Yeah. Oh, damn. <laughs> like, it, like, if we could come up... If we could come up with a bomb that, like, vaporizes all of the left shoes in, like, a five-mile <laughs> radius... <laughs> I like that. I think that would be an incredibly devastating tool of war. What if it makes it so that there's pebbles in your shoes, even if you aren't wearing shoes? You just feel it. You're like, oh, 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 oh. You're, always, you're always walking on just a pebble, not a bunch of pebbles, which would be totally fine. 
but just oh, just a oh, single like pebble. It's, it's that uh, yeah. it's that that thing, like that Rick and Morty thing, where it's like, oh, you know that feeling when you got uh, something in your neck stuck there, uh, like you they, just can't get it out. They could call it a weapon of mass distraction. Someone said you're complaining <laughs> that too many people were killed by Superman, though. That is a character criticism of Superman. Yeah, the film doesn't recognize what he's doing, and he he doesn't either. Can you not understand two arguments simultaneously? No, no, this person clearly can't. All also, right. in our in our argument, right, or in our in our watch through of the movie, I get argument and watch through of the bad movie mixed up. They're basically the same thing, but we regularly say, "Why doesn't Superman just punch it?" <laughs> and then at the end, he punches he it, punches it, <laughs> and it breaks. Hey, and so, why doesn't he use uh... his fucking laser? On, on any of the Kryptonian ships up until right at the end. That's when he finally does it, after the, the all kinds of destruction. It's fascinating. He has, so the discussion really... about nukes is what humanity can do? Clearly, yes. yes. Don't work. And the discussion of what Superman can do is that he could stop it at any moment, but he doesn't because he's an idiot. That's that's yeah. the difference. He's like, it's like what happened at Smallville, but now it's Bigville, and he hasn't changed. <laughs> Bigville? <laughs> Bigville. <laughs> Do you guys remember when the enormous alien ship did a ninja move on Superman? It just popped it's up. It's really quiet though. Like went, it's good technology. He was like, "Oh my god!" And oh, someone threw flunk here. Uh, someone threw flunk. Die. He. He's a good guy. Flunk. There. Uh, they drew flunk. We have a flunk. <laughs> Let we have a, ladies and gentlemen, we have a flunk. I mean, he we was a stick a man. Flunk. I'm impressed. Oh, why does it go inside? <laughs> <laughs> why oh, is it only on half of it's loading for me? Why? <laughs> well, here, let me find out why. For some reason, <laughs> you have half a flunk. Oh, oh cold. Oh, here, let me. Here, I could just screenshot the picture because <laughs> Discord wants to load this the wrong way. So, dude, we'll flunk is such a big brain. <laughs> Flunk. Gonna piece together his leg as well. Yeah, I'm. I'm just. I'm. I'm a big fan of Flunk. He. He really tried to save the day, Man of Steel. He's the unsung hero. Soccer expert. Flunk had his chance. No. Got my other videos on the topic. The thing about Man of Steel I do find worth noting though is its ability to weave in plot even to the sections where the plot doesn't yet exist. So that is a what fascinating a statement to make. What a sense. Yeah. What is it weaves in what, plot. That's, oh, Did he mean to riddle. say that there is plot when we don't necessarily realize that it's plot yet? Is that what he meant to say? I couldn't even begin to guess what he meant to say. Alright. <laughs> See, after the initial building blocks for the plot in the prologue, it then kind of goes away altogether, because there's this 40-minute character section before Zod shows that up. That is a generous interpretation of what this character journey-driven oh. section, the movie still manages to what is this? Well, I'm getting your, my, your sorry, editing my, choice just confused me. Yeah, my brain's. I'm getting distracted. I think we need that was to go back a bit. Part of what he was saying. He's, so what he said was, um, we got plot, then we didn't get plot for forty minutes, and we don't need explosions in these portions. I think that's what he was saying. Away altogether because there's this 40 minute character section before Zod shows up. And yet, in that plotless character journey driven section, the movie still manages to evoke the exhilarating feeling of plot. By what? No, it doesn't. <laughs> what? What? What, what are you talking about? What is happening? Exhilarating plot? Like here? Uh, there's so many things that have just been asserted. Like, is it is it more exhilarating to have plot happen than character now? 
I well, that is that is a weird statement, isn't it? Because you think about because again, you think about like you mentioned earlier, Twelve Angry Men, a lot of exhilarating scenes in there, and it's because the characters are clashing. In fact, ca- like characters clashing is usually the most exhilarating part of a story, not like I um, you know, like why the fight in Civil War between Cap and and Tony and is like more exhilarating than the airport battle. Like, I don't know about you guys, but like, it's more yeah, yeah. exhilarating um, and the stakes are smaller technically. Yeah. Because, uh, like, it, it seems to me that he's. Because I wouldn't want to say that he's saying that that's the truth. He's saying that despite that being the truth, this is still exhilarating to deal with, these character moments. And I'm just like, since when was that something we agreed on? I, was I wasn't there. Yeah. By creating this efficient situations centered around the same three components. For example, early on there's this- I'm so, Okay, at this point I want him to just point a scene to- uh, just a movie to me, and I'll tell him what the goal stakes and urgency are in every single fucking one. I don't think that there's just- there's just- I don't know which film exists that doesn't have those things. Stop doing it as a point of praise, praise that a, yeah. a story has goal stakes and urgency. It's like, please, please, I beg you. It's I'm almost sure, like, an unavoidable part of writing a story, like Rag said. Captain Marvel, yeah, she's ha- looking for the um the science project, the secret science project. The stakes are that if she doesn't get it before the scrolls do, then bad things happen. Urgency is the scrolls are looking for it at the same time as she is. There you go. Captain Marvel did it. Fucking great. <clears throat> yeah, uh good job. This film has a plot sometimes. That's funny, because um I know what what are some because there are films he said are anatomy of a failure that all have these things too. Alright, let's go have a look at his series, I guess. Well, yeah, I mean he said Dark Phoenix. Dark Phoenix is an interesting one because all of you guys hate that movie more than you should. It's not a good movie, but goddamn, like it's not as bad as people say it is. It's if anything, it's it's maybe just fine. But but does it have a plot? <laughs> <laughs> Which is funny because it has all of these things too. Like it, like it has. A... Does it? Does well, it have CP? Wonder Woman eighty four. The goal is to stop Max. The stakes are if they don't wishes continue to get granted and and the urgency is that if as the time longer goes on, the more happens, the more the there world will end. Yep. Transformers four. What? Um, I don't the, remember the, that movie. The uh, the goals. Um, we're gonna make Earth shit. Um, the stakes are when Earth is made crap, everybody dies, and the urgency is they're doing it right now, okay? <laughs> um, the Amazing Spider-Man 2, um, the goal is, the goal is... Oh, the goal is what? to stop, you know, Electro, and Green Goblin, and... Well, Rhino. I guess the goal is, like, whose goal? I guess the protagonist? But... But he said that G for um for Man of Steel was Zod's plan. Zod's goal was the goal. Oh, this is why I'm getting confused. Dude. It's whose goal? Is it just any goal at all? It is a weird way to um. This is all I mean. Like establishing that there are goal stakes and urgency means that you've nailed plot. To me, I'm just like God. There should be more to it than that centered around the same three components. For example, early on there's this character scene where Clark is just casually working on his boat as a fisherman, when suddenly... Hey, you skipped the part with the super strong man tackled Superman. Yeah, you did. I, <laughs> oh yeah, he... I guess that's, he's that's, not gonna talk about it's that. It's gonna set up another film in the, uh, the DCEU. Fisherman. Yeah. 
gonna be a fish on <laughs> Just like that, a character Aquaman. beat has turned okay. into okay. an external manifestation of GSU. The goal is to free an external manifestation of GSU. Why? An external manif. Why? Words. He's reminding Just me of have Mark Brown. Have words happen. The versatile verbs of pressing L1. It's like, <laughs> what? <laughs> the stuck in place or takes are the lives of the workers. The urgency is the fire. Well, yes, but like, why is this so special to you? Most films have this. I don't, this is what I mean. I'm struggling to think of examples where they don't have this. We're about we need, to blow the we whole need beverage to explain this. Surely it's in how it's constructed rather than whether or not they nailed GSU. Because he's talking oh, cool. about this movie as, like, oh, this is what DCE, what the DCEU films need to learn from going forward. Because this like, movie has goals, yeah. stakes, and urgency, and they all do. Wonder just... Woman has this. Yeah, we just yes. went over how 80, 84 Woman. definitely has this. Yeah. They all have it, it's Again, just they're almost films, all, yeah. they're almost all poorly executed, and exactly. this is no exception. Mm. Goal, stakes, urgency, plot. Another example, we have a character scene of young Clark sitting in a school bus when... Oh the, shit! You see, the goal is to not drown. The stakes are, they could drown. The urgency is, they are drowning. <laughs> Stop! What are we doing right now? I'm I don't... It's, I don't yeah. Again, suddenly a plot-driven situation. We have to get the suddenly bus plot. A plot-driven situation in the time of the movie where you said there was no plot. Whoa! The water to save the other school kids on board before they all drown. Oh, there it is. <laughs> God, <laughs> well, he said the thing. There you go. What is this? <laughs> this is why it's perfect. <laughs> the Arctic scene. We have to get to the Kryptonian ship to prevent it from falling in the wrong hands before the army finds it. And then before that, it does even... fall into the wrong hands. We have to stop it from falling into the wrong hands before it does. <laughs> or else it will. Or else it will! <laughs> or else it will. But do it yeah. be? <laughs> like, but if know. that happens, then it did happen! Oh, no. Dude, come on, what is this? You see, What's there are scenes on? in which characters wish to achieve things before a time limit. That's, uh, that's pretty revolutionary. Another plot beat of us having to and so on and so on. The point I'm getting at here is that even though the main <laughs> plot doesn't fully kick in until like halfway in, the movie still creates these external situations to give us the exhilaration. What's an internal situation? Just so that we're... Is an external a like a tornado? An external would be something that is like uh, the world throws a situation at you, I guess, whereas internal is like an inter a struggle in your head. Like, do I want right. to kill or All to right. spare? Right. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. it's... I mean, I, I, I get to, I gotta, like, I have to, I feel like I have to ask for these things. No, I, I totally understand why, because, like, this, this video is not helping. No. Yeah, because I constantly want to ask, what do you mean? I, think I just, love that he describes so this scene that he's showing on screen as exhilarating. <laughs> That's so goddamn funny to me. I mean, we could <laughs> we could talk about it, I guess, before he yeah, let's praises talk about it. it. Um, like so, right before a tornado suddenly forms around a bunch of uh, cars, a, a wild tornado appears. Superman <laughs> is telling his parents how much he's not their kid and wants to go and do stuff, <laughs> which is fun. Um, 
And then they get there, they get out, everyone gets out of their cars, nobody drives away from the fucking tornado. Everyone just looks at it and goes, well, time to get on foot. It's just like, alright, I mean... Yeah, yeah, it's not like cars are faster than... See, maybe We're from Kansas, like... we haven't prepared for this. So, um, <laughs> they, they start leaving, and then, oh no, there's someone who hasn't gotten out of their car yet. And so, uh, Jonathan is like, everyone, get under the overpass, the bridge, whatever, they, they, they gotta get under there to be safe. I'm gonna go and help the person in the car. Clark, fuck off. And Clark's like, whoa, 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 whoa. I can, <laughs> like, I can help. And there's this implication in the scene that Jonathan is like, no, like, we can't let people know. It's like, dude, he is a strapping young lad, all right? He can help people whether or not the tort... Like, this situation of we can't have Superman help these people out of the car because then they'll know. It's like, no, a regular person can help. He is younger than yeah. you. He is stronger than you. He is faster than you. Like, just let him do... Regardless of superpowers. But no... You know, John Jonathan's like, I'll go do it. And then, unfortunately, a car lands on the car that he's in, and it hurts his foot. And he just, like, oh, I'm going to pull it up. It's so funny to me. His, like, resignation <laughs> so to death. He just gives oh. up. He doesn't hobble over. He just stops. Um, he says, no. Yeah, so as you can see, he's he's hurt his legs to chat. Get he ready, right? No so to living. You need to picture this scenario yourselves where you've hurt your legs to the point maybe you can't even walk on that leg. Let's go even crazier than it is for him. Um So what do you do? A tornado's gonna kill you and you can't quite walk on your leg. You you and see sees right there and the tornado's coming. Me personally, I'm gonna start crawling like crazy. I'm gonna start fucking crawling. I'm just gonna like oof oof oof, you know? Yeah. I'm mm -hmm. like, you know what? Not a Give good chance is better than no chance. Yeah. I don't want to die in front of everybody. That might be traumatic. Plus, I don't want to die because I'm me. <laughs> there, there are stakes, like urgency, alive. and something. So he can hobble. He takes one step and goes, nah. <laughs> so just, what I'll, would be the I'm point? Good. Like, this would be uncomfortable. And enough That's time passes in this scene that Clark could easily run at a normal human speed yep, over yep. to him pick him up, and then run away, but he doesn't, because he just gives him this hand. He goes, no. <laughs> no, no it's like, I meant take hand. my hand, to grab my hand. No, he, he's imagine, if he, imagine if he like actually did mean that, and then he <laughs> saw his and his eyes widened, like he's let him die. Imagine, imagine Jonathan is like, no, Jonathan can't have his chance. <laughs> he's just like, <laughs> shoot the laser at him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. yeah um, I know people. Th there's people out there who think this scene is powerful. It's embarrassing. Um, it's it it's is so goddamn embarrassing. It's so stupid. Don't help me with your <laughs> super speed that you don't need right now. And yeah, All no, the other even people that he, he tells them to go uh, take them under the bridge and like, oh, I'm gonna go help these people instead. Why not, Clark? Go help. Uh, <laughs> He's uh, tall and in shape and strong. He could carry these people. He could carry his dad. And it's it not unreasonable be that he would be able to carry people. Yeah. Yeah. When he still has. Even though our focus rhyme, is mostly like, on character. Yeah. Oh, superpowers. Yeah, he's yeah. like strong boy. Big well, strong boy. And this was the thing like, ignoring all of how horribly done all of that was, he could still actually use his Superman powers and people could be like, oh my god. And just be like, yep, this is a secret that our town must keep. Yeah, but you know what? My dad's life is worth giving up that secret because I'm a good person. And that's the problem. Yeah, um, yeah. It's Clark's choice ultimately to make, and he made it. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, he made it. And what's crazy, decides... is, this is absolutely adaptation at this point, but I just think it's an interesting thought. 
a lot of people like to point out the big thing for Clark to have to deal with when he's in the comics and certain iterations is the idea that despite how strong he is, there's some things he can't save people from, such as Jonathan Kent's heart attack in uh, the way it usually goes. What a way to spit so on Superman fans. What a way to say, not only does Jonathan Kent not die from something that Superman can stop, Superman chooses not to help him. <laughs> like, oh man. It is very strange to me that when Superman is adapted poorly, that nobody gives a fuck. But when Spider-Man is adapted in a way that you don't like, that's, um, that's a big that's problem. That's a sin against mankind. And, and also, it's weird, because when Batman's adapted in a way that people don't like, as I'm sure we'll get to eventually, <laughs> like, that's really bad. But when it's Superman, nobody Dude, cares. Was... I, th I think a lot of people it's do care like about this, though, a... right? Did they? Uh, I wait. Hold on. Let me. Angry Joe is like a big Superman fan. Does he like this film? Uh, this is the thing. I'm not saying everybody did, but I know a lot of people took issue with not just Clark, but also Jonathan Kent, like in this movie. Okay, of... I, that that'll be good then, because like I I'm not sure. Hold on. That's Fringy, cool. I care. I'm glad you do care. <laughs> I'm just saying, be, Fringy, be consistent. That's it. He does like it. Okay, apparently he um, does. Alright. <laughs> he gave it a 9 out of 10. Are you oh kidding me? Oh god. Nine Are you kidding 10. me? Like, this is 3 out of 10 area. Yeah, it, it, is, it, yeah. it might even be worse than that. <laughs> be yeah, oh god, this movie. Like, it's yeah. Why do we keep coming across media that keeps... Me Our scale may as well be 1, 2, 3. <laughs> We're the anti-IGN. Where things are like a 3 by default. Yeah. Things are a 3 by default instead of like a 7.5. Yeah, it's fucking our scale up. Where's the 7s and 8s in this world? Hmm. 9 out of 10. Those take hell. work and effort. People have to care. Did you was the exhilaration of plot, so that even though our focus is mostly on character, it's not all on character, and thus doesn't ever become boring. We <laughs> boring, avoid boring, stop it, boring, I don't care. I just like the idea that he's like, hey, advice? Not, um, when you're doing um, your strictly oh, look, character stuff, and you want to put plot in there so it's not boring. So like, what is this formula? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't bored during this scene. I laughed a lot, especially when he goes, <laughs> no. <laughs> No, no, don't. I'm, I'm just yeah. gonna die. Don't. You stay over there. Don't. It's not boring. It's stupid. We're gonna I say something now about boring. Hmm? You sound like you're gonna say something. Uh, no, 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 it's alright. It's already gone. That was a, that was a great oh, contribution. Right. Thank you. Yeah. No, I, I, I answered the question <laughs> for myself. It's all good. Hi, Metal. Hey! <laughs> what what, what that? are you doing here? Mel, why do you look so disgusted with rags? What the fuck? <laughs> He looks so horny at me, and I don't like it. it makes me scared. He's clearly I'm not looking, looking at everybody. You. I'm looking at <laughs> I'm looking at you and you and you. I'm like one of those paintings. No oh, matter no. the angle you look oh, at yeah. it, I'm always looking at you. Am I over here? Am I over there? Oh my god! It doesn't matter where I stand in my room. He's always watching. No. help me. Always be like. Remember, gotta add in plot when you have character-focused things to prevent boredom. It's not only on character, and thus doesn't ever become boring. We have these smaller contained missions fueled by the most- is boring. I just- that's what I mean. This, the, the things- the things that are being said without him necessarily realizing are baffling sometimes. Remember the amount of times he shot on aliens without realizing it in his underwater video? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. You can't kill one enemy when there's more of them. <laughs> what? <laughs> It's meaningless. It's yeah. It's not. It's not scary if there's more than one evil monster, especially when there's a big one too. It's like, dude. 
character, it's not only on character, and thus doesn't ever become boring. We have these smaller... The implication Chad, here that characters are boring, yeah, we have you to do, have you plot get... to make it exciting. Focusing on character would be boring, is what he accidentally just implied. Like, it's... Yeah. What? Direct implication of what he said. This is the kind of things you pick up on a eh, second draft. Hell yeah. Or first draft, or something. Most people don't even say it in the first place, but... Mm -hmm. Oh well ever become boring. We have these smaller contained missions fueled by the motion of the character journey in which we either succeed or fail. So what he just spent ages saying is we had a scene that has characters making choices in it. Yes. And sometimes and, they fail. Which is honestly quite common. This one, I would say but, pretty commonly. Yeah, thank God. Yeah, thank God things happen or else it'd be boring. Like he didn't talk about why the scene is good outside of saying it's character and plot. Yeah, it's okay. just, he just sort of describes generally what sort of happens in a very open way. Whereas we just talked casually about why it's shit. Yeah, we, we well, talked about just... all the mechanics, how it all happened, why oh. they were there. Yeah, all he's done is describe it. It's like, this is a car, it has some wheels and an engine. It's like, the engine is made out of jello. No, but it has an <laughs> engine, engine, all right? <laughs> It's good. Now imagine imagine you're writing whatever the next DCEU movie is going to be, and you're like, okay, how do I do it? How do I do it well? Oh, great. I found this great video where someone's going to tell me how that to says build how to do it perfectly. Yeah. Remember the and, you're like, and you're like furiously taking notes. Okay, so I want character and plot or else it's boring. Oh, this is brilliant. Oh, this is so brilliant. Great. You got to remember <laughs> GSU and CP. <laughs> mm. Stopped yeah, him. that's on you. That's on you, Clark. Yeah, Clarking <laughs> asshole. Yeah, if you were gonna be this bugged by it, you should have done something. Yeah. You might yeah. even say it would have been in character for him to have saved him at the sacrifice of his identity. <gasps> that would have been a really. That would have been a really super thing to do. Yeah. God. It, and that's what I. I dare he doesn't I say? do anything heroic until he finally decides, like, oh yeah, I, I should just punch this machine to death. <laughs> The very end. Like, yeah, he's not least... a hero in this movie. No, no, he's no. Not. no. He, he puts a bare effort plenty of times to actually like fucking defend Earth. Honestly, as as a member of Earth, watching this film as like a documentary of what this man did to protect us, I'd be like, "You're an ass." Like, You're like does he uh, yeah. does he really care about us, or is it just because he has nowhere else? No to wonder live? the people in Batman v Superman were so mad at him. Well, remember um, <laughs> yeah. in BVS when he's saving people, he looks really sad. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like oh, here's another set of he is, people. He's to bored save. of it. And you know Which would have been an interesting story to explore, yeah. but they don't. He's just bored. It would have been guess. cool to have done that in BVS, but we never like Batman is often cited as like, well, at least we know that why he's mad. It's like, but we never actually understand why. I shouldn't be doing this yet. We'll get there eventually. But I just want to bring up that we never actually understand what Batman's understanding of what happened in Man of Steel is. He just says he brought these people here. Fuck him. He it's brought like, the is that... war to us, to us. Yeah, and it's yeah. like, <laughs> wait, do you actually think that's what happened? You, like, would you? Do you like? I want Batman's opinion on what Superman did to to save people too, because that's the interesting part. That's what Civil War does. It's like, well, we saved the world. It's like you did, but you could have done a better job, couldn't you? You could have done better. And there are people. I mean, it's funny. Ross says a few times like there are people who are dead who wouldn't have been. Yeah. Like that's a it, that's a good point. And it's something that people struggle with, and it, I find it so awkward when you know. A police officer fires into a group of people, kills like a terrorist, but he also killed a whole bunch of people. It's like, well, he saved the day. It's like, yeah. nobody <laughs> yeah. it. 
Um, yeah. It, this, mm. Mm -hmm. And that's what I wish all these DCU movies in the future. Imagine he did save Jonathan there. His identity was sacrificed for it. He, he went through a lot of trouble to try and reseal it, and then Jonathan dies a few weeks later from a heart attack. Almost making the drama that was it even worth it that decision after everything that happened and of course the answer is yes yeah. but it would still be yeah, yeah it's something yeah, yeah it's something he could talk about with you know his mom that could be mm -hmm. something that they discuss as two characters dealing with issues that they're both personally related to but yeah but it's not a not a, not a real mom so what does that matter yeah you're not yeah. really my mom fuck you Bob yeah, hey Bob I'm not my mom. parents it's some Mark, real come parents not, 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 ready. not like you. It's not like not you, like a real peasant. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> At some point, he decides to leave home and go like, like off the grid and have a job in Canada or whatever else he does. It'd be interesting if he had to do it after saving his dad. You know, but we don't actually know what led him to actually leave home and yeah. go off the grid. We don't know the event that caused that. No, for sure. Must anyway. have been one that really gave up his identity more so than usual. Yeah, and that would be, if he did it to save his dad, that would be more interesting. Yeah. But, uh, apparently not. And that's what I wish all these DC movies in the future would do. Can you imagine if all the DC movies in the future were like this movie? Ugh. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, well, I mean, it wouldn't change much, yeah. It'd wow. still be crap <laughs> like it is now. Even though it is important to give us an internal character journey that makes us feel, we still also need a steady stream of external plot situations. I don't agree. Like You, you, <laughs> you don't need them. You've said, as a result of describing the scenes that happened, we need plot to be happening on our characters, whether or not we're simply learning about them. It's like, no, I reject your reality and substitute my own. Oh, no. <laughs> it's... <laughs> frustrating okay like he's just decided after describing that these things happen in these scenes that that means that's what you have to do that's all he did but an internal character journey that makes us feel we still also need a steady stream of external plot situations to make us exhilarated give us things happening give us real external i guess why would you show so this us things happening why would you show <laughs> this He's just so brazenly, brazenly bold about how wrong he is. He's just <laughs> asserting everything so confidently. I could see how people would watch this and just be nodding along. Oh, yes, of course. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah that, we need plot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We need steady plot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give us things happening. Exhilaration. Can we? Can we I just want to show the clip he showed here, right? Please. To make us exhilarated. God. Give us things happening. Give us real external obstacles oh. that we have to. Give us real external obstacles. Okay, so do you know what? We're talking about it now. This is happening. So this scene... <laughs> <laughs> He's so small. Okay. Um, that scene, alright, we're gonna have to draw it right back to... Zod is attacking. You got one end of the world has got the world engine on it. Clark's like, I'll take that one out. They talk about this whole plan instead of him just taking it out, of course, because Clark's retarded, mm -hmm. everyone is. Of course, yeah, you can't and, um, just punch it. That he's like, weird. I'll take that one out. You guys going to have to take out the one in New York City. Now, by the way, if you're going to create a singularity slash black hole on one of the two of them, maybe go for the <laughs> one in the middle of nowhere rather than the one in New York City. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so I kind of so. I jumped the gun there. So the plan is they have to take Clark's ship that he arrived on because it has a phantom drive in it, and this ship has a phantom drive in it too. And if you crash two phantom drives together, it creates a fucking black hole. That's what they say is a good thing because it means that they can destroy the ship. I don't know if any of you have concerns about creating a black hole in the middle of New York City. Yeah. 
we talk about this a little during the recording, but yeah, they're, they're very quick wow. to say, yeah, let's make a black hole on the <laughs> surface of our planet. That do, that won't end horrifically. This is them agreeing. Look, I've got it on repeat. They, they're agreeing. Let's put a black hole in New York City. Let's do it. Black hole. Let's do it. <laughs> All right, black hole. That's cool. Gotcha. And so they are successful. In fact, one of the only things we like about this film is involved in the execution where uh, the general guy drives the ship and says... What does he say? Like, is uh, is is honor and death or something like that? Uh, he's like the a uh, uh, a good death has its own reward, basically. Yeah, when he crashes into yeah, it. yeah, the thing he that she told her before they had their knife fight, and it's actually cool little payoff there. Yeah, good job. Yeah, um, they did a good thing. Oh, this is another Ding. funny bit here as well, because again, this whole fucking film is terrible. Uh, Zod is trying to stop them from destroying the world engine, and what he there's a bunch of ships here. He blows up all of them except the one ship he needed to destroy. And then he lines himself up behind it. He targets. And he's like, fire on the ship. And then Superman jumps in the way. If he had simply shot it. Oh, there's so much of that in the film. If X had simply happened, which was perfectly likely. He pulled the Hux. Yeah, he, he was too arrogant, I suppose. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> so Destroy those small, tiny fighters. We got, that can't um, hurt us. <clears throat> So, the, uh, the, by the way, Scientist Man, who makes all of this happen because he figures out how to do it, he's just unceremoniously wiped out. We don't even see him again. I don't know if you guys remember, it's this guy. He's oh, a, He's an yeah, old man. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's the one who gets it sorted. He, like, rearranges it and then hits it in. But he just dies. <laughs> it's just like, bye. So, we create a black hole, and it pushes Lois away from it, out of the ship, which saves her life twice over. Then, everything starts getting sucked into it, including Cars and Superman, but <laughs> Lois doesn't. Lois continues to fall down. Makes no fucking sense at all. Both, <laughs> yeah. both in this movie and Batman vs. Superman, her plot armor is insane. Yeah, she's it's well, crazy. I, a single instance of uh, plot armor, I don't think I've come across, and you guys can tell me if there's other ones, this is the biggest single piece of plot armor I've ever seen. Someone falls away from a black hole that they're right next Meanwhile, to. Meanwhile, <laughs> everything else is getting stuck into it. It's not even that. Just the concept of falling away from a black hole. How did you do that? You have to have the most extreme plot armor in the history of the universe. That's incredible. That that I think you're right. That might be the kind of the go-to example, yeah. Um, so he's describing this as exhilarating. This is laughable. Like, what the fuck are they trying to say is happening here? We do, like we just glossed over the fact. No, that I just hit for a second. But um, did you mention the fact that when Superman grabs her, he now has to try a lot harder to get away from the yeah. black hole? Yeah, she was. Well, so now away. that he's introduced himself into the plot equation. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he... See, look at him. Even his face starts to get torn off, but not she's hers, just though. fine, yeah. No, not hers. She's fine. Oh, it's so bad. Jesus. And, and to we be were... fair, He should have just grabbed onto her and let her fall and pull him away from the <laughs> black hole. Him away. <laughs> yeah, you have her falling up. So what you do is you have her fall off the ship before they detonate, and then as she's a, close to hitting the ground, she could like even level out and fall real close and then start rising back up and she starts screaming yeah. and, then, and then Clark has to save her. If you were competent, that's it's what you could have It's not that done. hard! It's really not that hard. And um, yeah, uh, I like how we're focusing on this. We've glossed over the fact that they've detonated a black hole in the middle of New York City. That is a, a huge... Th they never talk yeah. about how they're going to control it. They simply say that's what we're going to do. 
Yeah, what 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 were you doing after the ship was gone? It's like, oh. I need to, like, black holes, right? <laughs> this... Those are dangerous if black holes are aware. bad. I'll give it to you. You don't want to be anywhere near them. I'll give it to Meme Repository. He has some really funny black hole related edits in the in the EFA. Yeah, <laughs> black holes are no joke, okay? I want to make sure we understand that. They're um, bad for your skin. The, the world is somehow saved by that event. And you know what? Filmento's right. We need more events like that. Put them in Batwoman. That's where they belong. <laughs> Give us something that combines the emotion of a small character study and the excitement of a big Hollywood play. Hmm? As if you can't have a character I, study in a blockbuster. I, I, I just, I'm, so, I'm just confused. I just, whatever. Well, just I mean, his, his advice here is some of that, that good old-fashioned, if you write your film well, it'll be good sort of thing. He's like, you should have a good <laughs> character and good plot. I'm like, huh. Yeah, you need to have good plot and good characters. You, Thanks yeah. a lot, wow. Captain Obvious. If you, if you guys can just nail that element, you'll be fine. Thank Something you for coming that to combines my the emotion of a small character study and the excitement of a big doesn't. Hollywood blockbuster. And so then nah, finally, the thing that ties both of these. Oh god! So, oh no! So no! As you guys have been blown away by how impressive the plot and characters are, now get ready for the third most important element. <laughs> Aspects together oh, is god. the Chemical. Pair. But like Please. I said, before we can move on to that last point, I first got to read this book on psychology to be. I don't. Uh, stop. Why they're this. doing? Wait, he, this is the second time he said this. Maybe it's in. Yeah, um, but now he's about to quote it. He, no, like he, it. like he talked about the book before, and he talked about her because they had the profile with the. Yeah, but then he said we'll get back to it. Yeah, I he, think. Was, he was non -specific. Now we're talking oh. about the book properly. So see you in like twenty-seven Instead hours or something. Instead of reading the book, you should put effort into your video. No. <laughs> okay. That's my advice. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Oh, what's this? I already got all the necessary information from that book that I needed to learn. How's that no! possible? Well, it's thanks to- Oh. I, well, uh, I didn't read the book, and I fucking get why this movie shit. We've, we have segued, everyone. We have segued. We are this actually time. really cool app called Blinkist that takes all the Blinkist? key lessons from non-fiction books and condenses them into these 15 or so minute highlights. No, read the what? fucking book. Seriously, yes, read the fucking it. book. Like, this is this is terrible. Wait, wait, Just wait. read the whole book. I need, How to I'm make I'm clear on this. It takes a work. book and it converts the book's main points into a readable list. You, you know fucking kidding me. You know a readable else, list. You know what else can do this? Wikipedia? But a well, book is I think a readable I would appeal more thing. fundamentally. Like, read the this. book. Why the fuck? Uh, yeah. read the book. It's an app that literally says, like, books suck. Here's what they wanted to tell you. Like, what the fuck is the point of that? Why so, one of, one of the really good things about reading books is that <laughs> you can glean things that you didn't expect to get out of the book. Little sentences or just things that you personally speak to you or are meaningful to you. You're not going to get any of that. If you just take the book and then go like, it reading sucks, doesn't it? Here's a short little way of reading. Fuck. What the fuck is this Dude, app? This is... What's it called again? Blinkist. Blinkist. This is the equivalent of like, oh, should I watch Prestige? And I'm like, no, no, no. The, the main thing the film is trying to do is it, it has a lot to say about like how far we'll go to a, achieve great things or impress people. Or, it's, and it's, it costs know. money. It yeah, costs, costs like, $9.99. <laughs> it, costs, it costs, so it costs 10 bucks a month. Or alternatively, you can get the premium version for 20 bucks a month. Even shorter synopses. Oh, wait, if you get the premium version, <laughs> is it a shorter synopsis or a longer <laughs> synopsis? I actually don't know what the difference is for the premium. It doesn't make it clear. 
That's terrible. I'm blown away that this even exists. Oh, this is for probably twenty f- bucks a month. You can cancel every. You can cancel it. The other one is is annually billed. So this is the first thing I think I've seen advertised that instead of assuming what's bad about it underneath, it's the surface that's bad. Like you know, Raid Shadow Legends. It's like this is awesome RPG. We get to play. It does all these things. All these that levels. That sounds it. super cool. Like, Whoa. And it's like, wow. yeah, it's probably a shitty mobile game. You're like, oh, and it's like, this um, makes it so you don't have to read books. You can just read someone's perspective of what the point was. You're like, what? Why the fuck would I want that? Why that sounds better for than that? reading. I, I guess we don't it need books. It costs as much. It yeah. costs about as much to use this service as it does to use fucking Audible. What? Just fucking get Audible. <laughs> just listen to the whole book. If you don't yeah. want to fucking read it, just listen to it. Don't do this shit! I can't believe this what app exists. This? It seems like a parody app. Yeah. Like, you'd put this in a fucking comedy sketch show. Yeah, plot synopses on the internet, those are free. <laughs> why, why, yeah. why, why, why? Spark why? Notes doesn't exist. You could just pay for Spark Notes. It's, I think it's safe to assume, by the way, that we're never going to get sponsored by Blinkist. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no, God. <laughs> Blinkist can go fuck themselves. If, what the hell is the point of that? <laughs> So, if a representative from Blink Tits or whatever is watching this, if you could, I do your best to convince us that your product 17 is seventeen million a, people oh. have this. There wow. are seventeen million people who. Oh, look the the seven highly effective the seven habits of highly effective people. Now, I have that book. I'm pretty sure it's like four hundred pages long, but you could read it in nineteen minutes now. I wonder how much I'm going to lose by doing that. It's amazing. It, I mean, it's not like... This is so fascinating. Imagine being like somebody who wrote a book and it's like 400 pages long and you're like, I have edited this. I've gone through it so many times. This is all of the content that I wanted in this book for you to read. And someone's like, yeah, fuck that. We could cut down like 90% of that and then make it 20 minutes long. I'm sure that nothing important is going to be lost by doing this. Who's... Who's doing the editing, you know? Like, who's the one who says, like, you know, this yeah, paragraph, yeah. there's nothing in it. This wait, paragraph, did, this was a good one. Did they Dude, read the book? Did the person writing making the whole book, the book? And then you find out that your book has been cut down to, like, ten minutes. And people are paying for that. They're paying, paying to have your work that. reduced. Like, come on! What is this? I mean, let's see how he describes it. I'll tell you what, I... I have a pitch for a new app. It's called Blink Tits. And what you do is you get synopses of things on Blink List or whatever a the fuck porn? this is called. Oh. And then you shorten them even oh. more so you can read them in like two minutes. Oh. So, yeah. Dude, and it only this... costs $100 a year. <laughs> and you get synopses of synopses of books that you should probably just read yourself. This probably is just read them. This is some dystopian level app. This like... feels like some 2020. <laughs> yeah, this feels like some 2021 stuff. Like you don't have an attention span. That's okay. <laughs> just reading is for the gays. <laughs> reading is lame. Why do you uh, now? There's a tab for economics, and it's like all oh, the blockchain revolution. Yes, I'm sure in 13 minutes I'm going to learn all that there is to know about fucking cryptocurrency. Holy Absolutely. shit! Capitalism and freedom. 13 minutes. You're telling <laughs> me that I can learn about capitalism and be like, yeah, I'm good. I understand capitalism in 13 minutes. You have to put I... this in a Man of Steel video too. <laughs> I feel like this is <laughs> a movie well... that could use being condensed as hell. <laughs> What is the um the name of the it's like the fallacy it's named after two people who did the study of the less you know about something the more confident you are 
Oh, the Dunning Kruger. Oh, that's the Dunning Kruger. Yeah, effect. this is the, yeah. this is the Dunning Kruger effect. The app, yeah. where you're gonna you're gonna what you're gonna do is you're gonna read an article about some lofty, incredible subject for 13 minutes, and you're gonna walk away thinking, "I know this subject." When you don't know jack shit about it, but you're gonna feel very confident that you know a lot about a hundred different topics, but you don't know anything about them. Imagine. Yeah, like legit. Imagine you wrote. This a book. is the Dunning Kruger app. Imagine one of us wrote a book and the rest of us said, oh, yeah, I checked it out on Blinkist. It was pretty cool. Oh, this is what I'm saying. Like, imagine if you got, like, Edgar Allan Poe or something. You're like, hey, you know how you spent, like, your whole life writing stories? How does it feel to know that people have summed it up in a 10-minute piece of shit that costs, like, 200 bucks a year or something? Is it not? Like, oh, and by the way, the guys, reason guys. they didn't buy your book is because they paid this person money instead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Guys, it's it's thematically consistent because his description of Man of Steel is basically one of these synopses where like you think oh you God. understand Man of Steel after watching his video, but he glossed over all the important <laughs> aspects. I just I am I they even have things here for like there's a tab for religion and spirituality, and they've got like Islam 18 minutes. It's like, yes, I'm sure there's a very comprehensive I, guide on an entire religion. Isn't like in the existence minutes. of your work on that app an insult i feel like it is almost right because it's like dude there's a reason why it is as long as it is there's a reason for that i'm i'm so, this this does really upset me like the fact that this exists um well let's listen I, to his um his his ad of it let's see pitch, let's see if yeah. he makes it sound real good there is a synopsis somebody uh, hold on somebody asked like i can't wait for a synopsis on the bible there is one on this app <laughs> it's, it's, called, what is, it's called what is the bible 15 minute read isn't the is bible a, like a thousand pages long is there, <laughs> it's, it's pretty long is there a, a synopsis of blinkist on there <laughs> reduce blinkist down to a couple of bullet points that takes it's like fit reading into your life from non-fiction books and condenses them into these 15 or so minute highlights that you can either read or listen to without having to go through the whole thing. What is this music? Without having to go, I like the way he says it, without having to go through the whole thing. How about that's what the, the point of it being that long isn't is? That, isn't that how Jared watched films, Rags? He said he would go through the clips on YouTube because he didn't want to watch the movies. He'd take too long. <laughs> <laughs> it's better to just watch the highlights. There you go. <laughs> Blink make, is for make your bed a 10 minute read. It's interesting. How to win how to win <laughs> friends and influence people. 21 minutes. Yeah, that like I, I said, that it. book is about 400 pages long. I'm pretty sure. It's a long, it's a I decently long. I don't get book. how they choose what gets kept, you know? Who's doing that? Well, I be, I'm betting, right? So for instance, there's the book The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People is on there. I bet their thing is, all right, so here are the seven highly effective wow, habits. You're loud. And this is Am I loud? Oh, yeah, right, you're, me... I don't know if it's just me, but you're just like loud now. Uh, let me. Okay, is that better? Is that better? Yeah, uh, maybe it was just talk. me, but you just got you're like just super very loud. excited. You're <laughs> very I'm not passionate. excited. I'm upset because this really bugs me. <laughs> this feels like an affront. This website. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I would never advertise this on no, my that's channel. Really, the, the wider implications. Again, I, I do kind of want to because the first thing he just said was like, "You don't have to read the whole book." It's like, what the fuck? Jeez. <laughs> books and condenses them into these 15 or so minute highlights that you can either read or listen to without having to go through the whole thing. They have thousands of non-fiction books to learn from, ranging from science to history right, to... What? No. Science and history? The key message of this book, for lasting effectiveness, adopt these seven habits. Be proactive. 
you have a natural need to wield influence on the world around you. So don't spend your time just reacting to external events and circumstances. Maybe he got that for his, his little mm -hmm. thing. Uh, take charge and assume responsibility for your life, unlike Superman. Begin with an end in mind. There's probably a lot more that you need to know about that whole be proactive thing that well, is this gone. Just, that's just, yeah, it just says do things. <laughs> I just, I'm blown away. It's so insulting. It's like, I've taken the parts of your book that actually matter and I've given it to people. Is that chill? You're like, no. <laughs> no? Like, well, I'll There's pay a you a small share, I guess. Begin with an end in mind. Don't spend your life working aimlessly, tackling whatever job comes to hand. Have a vision for the future and align your actions accordingly to make it into a reality. Okay. So do things and have a goal. <gasps> have GSU. That's where this you got it. This is just a less entertaining version of the Phantom Toll Booth. Which is just a less entertaining version of the Phantom Menace. There is a seven minute <laughs> Oh, no. Sam Harris thing on free will. Seven minutes. <laughs> well, <laughs> seven minutes is all this... I can spare to play with free will. <laughs> seven minutes. Yeah. <laughs> think the productivity and to whatever you might think of. It's kind of like school, but as if you were Sonic or something. School, but if you were Sonic. Isn't that uh, just doesn't make sense? Sonic cool, can't learn Sonic? super fast. He yeah, he can't listen fast. faster than the teacher can talk. <laughs> so, like, I don't get it. It's like a Family Guy joke where he says, you learn faster than Sonic, and it cuts to Sonic in a classroom, and he's like, I, I don't understand what... I have to listen. Like, why would you make this... Okay. Why are you talking... Well, he said Sonic oh. or something, so he didn't oh, okay. even want to commit to that. Sonic, Sonic can like listen creature. really quickly. Sponsoring <laughs> this video with... 25% off Filmento discount for the Whoa. first 100 people who click, which also includes a free 7-day trial. The 7-day trial is included in everything. This is not additional. This is just part of it. It comes with a free trial. You get 25% off. Rags, do you think works of, uh, of Don Beverage on this app? There's no way that you could distill all of Don Beverage's amazing <laughs> advice into just a few words. There's no way. <laughs> what about Pat Caldroy? Pat Conroy. So I'm pretty sure that um you can, Oh, sure dude, that... if they had I would oh my god, I got to look up to see if they have like the Lords of Discipline and stuff. Um, this seems to just be so it's all non-fiction, right? So I've just another one. Oh, it's non-fiction. Oh. Yeah, so it's not because if it was fiction that would be insane. But wait, they <laughs> included the Bible. Insane. Hey. Hey. No! <laughs> um but they've got thinking fast and slow. Now I'm pretty sure that book is like takes 15 hours to read, and they've got a 19 minute thing. It's like, come on, stop it! Like, come on, stop it, please! I can't take this. Emotional intelligence. That's a huge book. It has 16 minutes. <laughs> stop doing this. Stop doing. It. It's a nightmare. It's come true. Blinkist. It Fuck really you. makes me upset. Like, cause, cause. This is from just general good advice, but like reading is super useful and super helpful. You can learn a lot from reading just a bunch of different books. And you're not gonna get any of that from just reading but a bunch me. of 16 minute, 15 minute summaries. Think how useful this app is for video essayists. Well, I mean, he's he, he, yeah, because he came on saying, like, oh, we gotta talk about this book. It's like you didn't fucking read it. You read a spark <laughs> notes on it. You didn't read the book. Well, in fairness, 
This is way better. You don't even have to read all of that. You don't fluff. even have to. Re I love that. You don't even. It's like you don't even have to watch the movie. You just get the notes on what happened. Why do you? Ha I like it. The hassle of reading. Like, come on, guys. This can... is funny. I. <laughs> How to make people like you in ninety seconds or less? It's a thirteen-minute read. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Boy, I feel tricked. I know ever I know what it really means, chat. I get it. It's just funny. It's like it's like when you see a sign that says learn to play guitar, no strings attached. Like I know what they mean. Mm -hmm. All right. It's just funny to hear it out loud. People who click, which also includes a free seven day trial that you can cancel if reading isn't for everybody free. You should get audible and just have somebody read it for you. Yeah, you still have to read everyone. Wait, whether or not whether or not one wishes to read is kind of irrelevant to this whole thing. Like, mm -hmm. the best you could argue is, well, if I don't like reading, I would rather read something small than big. We, like, listen to it. Yeah, listen to the whole thing. I don't like reading or listening. Oh, alright. Oh, damn. You know, like, I guess you're just a lump. Like, you're just oh. a big lump <laughs> on the ground. Like... <laughs> Someone said, uh, is this older than the underwater video? So crazy. We watched Man of Steel. We were ready to do some Man of Steel coverage. And Phil Mento drops a Man of Steel video, like, a couple of days ago. It was like, whoa. Just the, the timing, because we're a big fan of Filmento on this podcast at this point, as you can tell. Hmm. So it's cool to get some insight into Man of Steel. Well, if for some reason you ultimately feel, it's not for you. So if you want to gain new skills and knowledge at an increased speed, check the link in the description. Gain new skills? No. Stop it. Like, oh. you might remember a couple useful things, maybe. I feel but so bad for the people. The you, ain't, you ain't picking up new skills. All the original authors, I feel so bad for you. Yeah. yeah. Description and out. Thanks. But now, since we have that necessary knowledge, so Good he bad. had to pick up what he needed for. So he didn't read the book. He, he got the summary the of the book from Blinkist, and now he is qualified to talk about this character for his shitty <laughs> video. What the fuck is God. good bad? Good bad. Why did you call I, it? I don't know. These little Why title so cards of being his. Good? good, bad? Let's find out. So lastly, there's the massively crucial DC aspect of the main villain. Massively crucial. It's not even <laughs> a little... It's, it's not even DC a little aspect. crucial. It's massively crucial. The point of the word crucial is to define it as it's, it's, it's crucial. It's the <laughs> thing you need, like... <laughs> Yeah. It's massively. Also, what do you mean DC movies? It's it's like it's crucial for any movie with a villain, is it not? You'd think so. Why is why just DC, why these sentences? Which here form of General Zod. Again, whether Zod is the greatest DC villain we've had so far, up for you no. to decide. No, we, he's, he's not. Fucking he's, shit. He's got nothing on Max Lord. It's not even close. Yeah, Max Lord is way better. Yeah. Zod. Not even close. Zod's a fucking idiot. Zod's in, 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 either incredibly stupid or he was programmed stupid, if you to will, by his biology. Yeah. Like, fuck he was, me. He was, he was programmed to be a rebel? Mm, well, he's a... assassinated a member of the council? So the idea is that he wants to defend Krypton no matter what, and as his soldier upbringing tells him, he has to kill the council because they're a threat to Krypton. Oh, I wouldn't have programmed that into the thing. Well, I mean, it, it's not even... I don't even know if that's what it is. I'm just like, I don't know. Like, it, 
Remember, so he's confused. Like, at the um, at the last like fight, he's like, "Oh, I'm a soldier, and I fight for Krypton. Krypton's gone. You've destroyed my soul. I'm gonna make humans suffer." My soul, yeah. Yeah, he literally says, "I'm gonna if make Krypton humans... dies, make everyone else suffer." Yeah, he says, "I'm gonna make humans suffer. I'm gonna take them from you one by one." One by one. Okay. Yeah. And then, do you know what the response is? Because the dialogue is incredible. You're, You're a, a monster, monster and, and I'm, I'm gonna, gonna stop you. you. <laughs> yeah. Oh. And then, and then Zod's but like, hey, look, this you can learn how to write. You can learn how to write a story in ten minutes. Just go to Blinkist and there's one. Oh my god, there are. Of course, there are. How to write a story? Story worthy. Yeah, I feel like this is gonna make people feel overqualified. You think this is? Yeah, because they'll be like, "Look at how many books I've read." It's like, "Oh, have you read all these books?" Well, I've read like the parts that somebody somewhere who I don't know decided were important. Do you think they have a summary? of a thing that's like how to summarize stories well i mean like i said there's something called story work oh oh yeah maybe probably who knows that'd be useful yeah man i'm just so tired of reading i just want it to be over <laughs> yeah the dc aspect of the main villain which here comes in form of general zod again whether zod is the great how come that one dude's so fucking tall he is he's he's present in multiple parts of the movie he's just this big dude <laughs> i don't know i didn't even notice that shit there was just they have like this fucking who's the uh lurch or whatever his name is just in the back with his big ass self being all Yarp. big Ugh. Oh. Yarp. <laughs> Yarp. Perhaps is up for you to decide, but he's definitely up there among the greatest. No! no. Okay. Oh my no. god, no. Okay, look, look, for the audience, we've we've done four on the newest arc of the DC. We, we've got Max Lord is at the top, Ares, and Zod, and Doomsday, and is that? Lex. Lex. And Lex. Lex. Ugh. And <laughs> they're the all... Be, yeah, probably, they're all pretty... They all got a lot of problems, but Max is at the top for sure. Um, Max I is guess something. Doomsday, Doomsday well, isn't as low as the others because he's just a beast. Yeah, he's just an evil monster. Uh, I guess. Yeah. What, what can you really say is wrong with him? He's just like, well, he's a weird creature trying to kill everything. So. Ares, well, then I will destroy <laughs> Ares you. Is, Ares is almost yeah. as broken as Zod. I'd say. I'm not even sure which one is worse. They both. Yeah, they I both have Zod the same problem. Worse, but they're close. <laughs> And then, um, Lex, oh. <laughs> Wait, did he say Zod was among the best for DCEU or all superhero yeah. movies? Uh, DCEU, I think. With him, it could be either way, who the fuck knows? Well, the thing is, is when we think about our other villains, it's like, oh, the people from Suicide Squad whose names I can't even remember, and then we got Steppenwolf right here, who was fucking awful. Aquaman was like... Ocean oh, yeah, Master. Who keeps screaming. That's such a low bar. Exactly. Even whoever is the best hero in the DCEU still sucks. Yeah, they're on par with the worst from the MCU. Stuff like Kaecilius or, um, you know. Because people will be like, no, DC's got a really great rogues gallery. It's like, they do, yes, but not in these films they don't. No. Yeah. <laughs> Batman's got an incredible rogues gallery in other media, but not in this series. Black Manta, yeah, he's great. Yeah, Black Manta, <laughs> and then who was the guy in Shazam? Uh, the guy... Oh, yeah. The guy... Kablam. Yeah. Oh, dude, I saw someone and... say Mark Strong should have been Lex Luthor. It's like, hell yes! Mark Strong's yeah, got a... Yeah, he's great. He could have been a really good Lex Luthor. What a shame. But he's great. Got... I like ding, Mark ding, Strong. Ding, 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 oh, yeah, ding, yeah. Ding, ding. 
But instead, we had feeding sweets to a man. That <laughs> wasn't awkward at all. You know the oldest lie in America, Senator? It's that power can be innocent. <laughs> the Jolly Rangers are good. <laughs> He's such a try-hard, edgy little annoying shithead. Oh, yeah, at, at, like, hey, devils come from the sky. Oh, power demons, they're coming from the sky. Ain't that Ooh, clever, guys? Wow. It's so clever. You know, at least well, the music was good. The fact that he's I like the idea that he's gonna throw Steppenwolf on screen is like, ugh, look how bad it could be. It's like, hmm. <laughs> God, God's really bad. God's real bad. God's really bad. We're probably gonna conclude he's worse than Steppenwolf, by the way. He probably will, because Steppenwolf is just an evil man. He's super yeah, simple. Yeah, that's he's why Doomsday's to... better than yeah. Zod, because Doomsday's just an evil monster. Like, there's nothing to fuck up. If you want to say he's bad, like, then you have to say stuff like, you know, like, Lurtz is bad now. It's like, why? Because cause he's yeah, singular in his goals. Like, okay. Steppenwolf isn't bad because he's, his CGI looks crap, and it will look terrible in the, in the <laughs> Justice Snyder Cut. All right, guys, you see those spiky shit? Like, goddamn. Oh, yeah, he is so spiky. I'm looking forward to it. But he's definitely up there among the greatest. You know, already based on the fact that he's not a hulking mass of empty CGI acting like a little kid lost in a store. Where is my mother? There's a lot of good things to say. Yeah, well, yeah, he's much worse than that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, Zod's really bad. This scene I is. I will yeah. find you! Oh, him? I will find him! Say about Zod. Look at my villains video, for example, you'll find that he mm. fills all the qualities mentioned there. But the reason I'm bringing I, this out of- Oh uh, no, please don't tell me you have a video of, like, here is the one and only way to write villains, please. Also, please don't because... put Zod on par with Hannibal Lecter from Silent <laughs> yeah, Hill. That, that, that should be against He's like one of the better villains in movie history. Don't yeah. do that shit. Zod is pathetic. Zod is shit as a villain. <laughs> He definitely checks the boxes for stupid idiot. Yeah. <laughs> I bet you the qualities he has for villain is like he wants the opposite of what the main character yeah. wants. Yeah. Uh, He's generally mean about it. He's mean. You about have these things. You have a, a villain. You see in his logic that he cannot see. They're not so different. You and I. Are... <laughs> <laughs> That's a key like that, element. That... I bet you those are the qualifications he has for like what makes a good villain. It's just like oh. Nothing about how they're executed. It would be Just, the kind of video they are a villain. that encourages me to make stuff when I'm like, whenever someone makes a ruling for like how a villain should be, I'm always immediately like, oh, can we make one that doesn't have, follow that rule and is good? Let's find Oh, yeah, know, exactly. Let's... So I said Alice is better than Zod. Um... <laughs> Alice has motivations, at least. Yeah, that, Alice's like, problem sort of makes sense. is the, the world never punishes her. <laughs> it's, she's insane. Yeah, she so. is, she's super irrational and insane, and the plot lets her get away with anything. Yeah, like, but there's like something there with Zod. There's basically nothing. He's just a fucking idiot who's evil. God and villains video, for example, you'll find that he fills all the qualities mentioned there. Stop. But the reason I'm bringing Zod up like him in the context of what we've talked about so far, because one of the most central key ways Zod work is. By Did you just say one of the most central key ways that works? One of the most central yeah. key ways. God damn it, dude. <laughs> the, the, I don't even know, the flab of your video, like you need to cut it. Flab. <laughs> Far, because one of the most central key ways that Man of Steel makes that work is by organically tying him into both its purposeful character as well as plot work in order to build him into something that every villain should be.
Oh, that sentence. Oh, yeah, I, yeah I, I'm getting the. Can I can I have a Blinkist magic. version of that sentence, please? <laughs> Mahler, please no provide us with idea the what he just said. summary of that sentence. I'm gonna have to hear that again. I don't want to get caught in another. We have to repeat Filmento ten times to discover what he, <laughs> he was trying to say. <laughs> I'll do it one more time. I'm not writing it down. People are like Goodell. I'm like, no, no. I can't handle it anymore. Because one of the most central key ways that Man of Steel makes Zod work is by organically tying him into both its purposeful character as well as plot work in order to build him into something that every villain He's should related be. to the plot and character, so he's good? <laughs> Basically, he says that Zod works because he's related to the plot and characters. Yeah. How could he not be? <laughs> I mean, like, by, I mean, he's the villain. Like, by definition, he is. I mean, because if he wasn't, then he wouldn't be present. That's what I mean. He wouldn't be in the fucking story if he wasn't relevant to the story. I don't understand what the fuck this... What is the qualification here? What is he about to say that makes a good villain? ...as well as plot work in order to build him into something that every villain should be. Formidable and understandable. Not every villain no. has to be formidable and understandable at all. Like, sorry, Lovecraft. Fuck you. Yeah, the... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Does a villain have to be formidable? I don't know. Was Zemo formidable in and of himself? No. Certainly not Understandable for the Avengers. Yeah, so... Villains come in, like, categories. You want to sort them into categories. You have, like, non-character villains and character villains. The non-character villains are the monsters and the Lovecraftian monstrosities and the forces of nature, right? Like, the antagonists. Like a, like a disaster movie. There's not a villain... Like it, it's tornadoes and mudslides and things. They just don't have characters. Um, and then you have the the character uh, villains. I think the stream just died. Oh no! Well, don't worry. Everything you're saying will be caught anyway locally, so you can keep going. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. All right. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, is I would start off by separating them into these two very broad categories, and then working from there. It's like Zod is a character, so he goes into this category. And to have a good character villain. A lot of the times it's good to have things that make them you want to be able to understand their motivations. Why are they making the decisions they're making? Are those decisions well informed? Does it make sense to them to make those decisions? And the yada, 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 yada here. But I yeah, still... definitely wouldn't agree with formidable. I'd agree more with, but right, understandable. Just... Definitely not. He actually say that Zod is understandable. Because <laughs> he's not. Because he's, he's not, not yeah. understandable. His he's motivations not, he's, make no sense. And by the way, evil. he is contradictively formidable. Superman should be able to smash this cunt up, like, immediately, yeah. but he just can't. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. Someone someone said, what about Joker? He's not understandable. I was like, yeah, he is. Whoa, 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 yeah. yeah Joker's yeah. understandable. I think someone said he's yeah, not formidable, though, which I wouldn't necessarily disagree with. Um, uh, uh, having the gun... Um, wait, 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 wait. Are we talking about, like... The the normal Is Joker, or are we talking about Joaquin Phoenix Joker? Joaquin Phoenix Joker. Um, oh, yeah, he's very understandable, but he's um, not yeah. that formidable. Yeah, like, I understand someone could be like, well, he kills people. I'd be like, formidable in the That's sense That's a guy. That, yeah, you, you see him, you don't go like, oh, my God, look at the strength and power. Ah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's... And also, Zemo's not formidable. Not well, that really. was yeah, awesome. not... that's why I brought him up. Uh, uh, like, I don't, I think that that's part of his strength as a villain is that he's not formidable in and of himself. Yeah, I would say that, yeah, it's his, he's, he's secondhand formidable and that all of his skills and his talents allow him to do things. He's like a spy or a, he's like, yeah, I guess like it depends on whether we're using the word formidable strictly in the sense of can they beat you up as opposed to what can they do to you, you know? I would also want to 
to sort of pause and say, like, what if we did have a standard superhero movie and the enemy was a Zod-like figure, but we never actually know his motivation? Can that never work? No, I don't think that can't work. I feel like we could generate scenarios where you have these you know, creatures that, 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 that... I guess I still... I want to move away from them. I want them to have personality. What about Tribbles? Tribbles are not formidable, but they can cause serious problems. They can be the antagonist of a plot. I mean, the trouble with Tribbles is that they're no trouble at all. Mm. Can, um... Can, <laughs> Moving can, along. Can uh, you have a villain like Zod that you don't actually ever find out his motivation? Can the film still work? I'm sure um, there's a way to do it. I, I'm not willing to say that it's impossible. I mean, ultimately, yeah, I... if you had a movie that was all from Batman's perspective, that was Man of Steel, and so he's trying to understand and deal with these aliens, but he can never get to them, and you can only ever try and help people survive the onslaught that happens around him, I feel, I feel like that could be a good movie, even if he never finds yeah, out why they're here. Yeah, yeah. They, they arrive here for a reason that's sufficient <laughs> for them, apparently. They're doing all we things... Really, all we really we need know. is that, that their behavior not be contradictive, so... The behavior of whatever the antagonist is, even if we don't know what their motivation is, at least it's not contradicted by two different things they do. You know what I mean? So, like, we don't know exactly what their motivation is, but everything they do seems like it's consistent with itself. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah, I feel like that could work. And to someone in chat, so he said, Zod wants to save his species. That's understandable. Yeah. The issue is that he goes about it in, like, the actual worst possible way. Well, yeah. That makes so no sense. To help them understand, I'm fucking ripping apart Rags' house. And he's like, why? And I'm like, I'm thirsty. And I grab a drink of water. And he's like, oh. <laughs> and he keeps doing it. And then someone's like, you see, you understand? Muller is thirsty. You understand, Rags? And you're just like, uh... I guess so. <laughs> the way he went about <laughs> satisfying his goal, I didn't really understand, though. Like, I really hate everyone who was like, oh, well, he's bred to be a soldier, but then, like, why doesn't he want superpowers? Yeah, why, like, does, what? why are we suggesting soldiers are just fucking idiots? <laughs> oh, that's another thing. Too. Because that's just, like, a trope, is that generals yeah. and soldiers are the worst possible people to engage in combat. However, a woman who picks up a pistol for the first time is a crack marksman. Yeah. Well, it's just, like, it, he wants his people to survive, and he chooses the worst possible tactical strategy to do so so he chooses to wage war on the entire planet when his entire species could survive on this new planet and they yeah, comfortably a superman yeah so like that's an awful strategy to take um is uh, hitler also... a bad villain because he lost the war what a fucking question <laughs> <laughs> someone um... typed that out approved of it in their mind and then hit enter and well... spent that Publicly. This whole formidable thing, we need to make sure that there's a reason to have this weird, because some people are like, how can you have a villain that's not formidable? Like, we're trying to argue, is it possible to have one that's non-formidable? And of course, with Zemo, people are saying, like, well, his capability as a as a antagonist competent. definitely makes him formidable. So being, at that point, I'd be like, okay, yeah, I guess it's baked into the definition at this point. Like, how can or you even be effective? a villain? Um, well, that's what I mean. I would want formidable to mean, like, in this context... I, I assume this is what he's going for. Like, it's someone that you're going to essentially be scared of from their power. And I'm like, you don't have to have that for a villain. Um, you can have yeah. someone who is working against the heroes entirely. And you know what? I, I, I'm just using it as an example, okay? But um, anyone, anyone here see Predators? Uh, Pre the new one? The, no. The 2010 one? Yeah, the Robert Rodriguez yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, where, where What's-His-Face, the guy from 70s show. Is, yeah, uh, he's the, the bad guy in their group, and the way he's the bad guy is he kills people with, like, 
poison agents and slitting them with his uh, scalpel or whatever and syringes and you know the idea is that he gets people when they're unassuming and he'll get them with poisons injections and stuff and, and it's like I wouldn't describe him as formidable in the traditional colloquial sense of the word rather he is um, using sneaky as Pycelle would say in Game of Thrones he's using a woman's weapon poison a scalpel oh <laughs> So, yeah, like, uh, if you simply mean by formidable, they have the ability to affect the hero's, like, existence in a negative way. I'd be like, what a worthless fucking word to put on screen. Yeah, uh, I, would, I would replace formidable with effective. Sure. And then understandable, though, I still think... This is what I mean, like, I wouldn't... Uh, even this broad, I'm like, careful. Careful, you're treading on potentials, even with these. The formidable is born from the plot, the purpose of it being to make Zod a worthy antagonist that we can find dangerous. Some what a sentence. Another banger of a sentence. <laughs> Just words. Oh. We might actually lose to. And the way this film accomplishes that is simply by taking the main plot and invert- Why would you show this scene? <laughs> right, he throws- he throws the right, right. house, he's evil. So wait, so General Zod is throwing the plot at the house, is that what's happening here, or? His, Why does yeah, he his bother to do these say? Edits. BSU is attached to the truck, so he threw the truck at the house. He threw the plot at it. Well, the show throws the plot out the window, so maybe he's, well, all throwing he's not throwing it the out the window. He's throwing it into the window. Yeah, yeah. that's what I was going <laughs> into. Like maybe this is some sort of very 4D chess level. Ah. Yeah, so like, it's such a great villain that he throws the plot into the story. Yeah, I. Mm. I used to like Phil so Yeah. <laughs> That's, say, okay. You guys apparently don't know what formidable means. I I literally made clear that the colloquial sense of the word has to go beyond is able to affect people through power or capability. Which First is definition course... that comes up is inspiring fear or respect through being impressively large, powerful, intense, or capable. It's Hence, very broad, literally but... everything. And I was like, there's no way he's putting the word on there if it's fucking like synonymous with villain in the first place. As in, stands in the way of the hero in some way, shape, or form. And not that that's the definition of villain, but you get what I'm saying. Like, if we, if we have to have a meaningful difference, why, why would it be meaningful to call someone formidable when they are you the might enemy? Have be like, oh, well, because they get in the way. You're like, oh, great, yes. Well, I guess formidable. stormtroopers aren't formidable in Mando, but... Um, <laughs> correct, they're, they're not. They're, they're only... They're effective only for plot requirement reasons, not because of actual competency, which is like its own category the of, thing of is, what like, I would put them all under. All I would need to do is cite that they killed the, um, the bounty... The, the, the Mandalorians in Season 1. I'd be like, ah, there you go, formidable. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, the, this needs to be its own category of they're formidable off screen for plot reasons that make no sense. But when we see them, they're not formidable. I mean, this kind of brings so, us. Um, yeah, the, the horrible writing makes us have to create categories of villains that don't make sense. Yeah, because again, we're reaching the problem of just because you can actually tick the box, as in formidable, means that they, they you know, present a threat to our hero. Go, well, stormtroopers killed a bunch of Mandalorians, so they are a threat to our hero Mando. It's like, well, uh, you say that, no. and the box is ticked on paper, but really, that's a bunch of horseshit. Like in terms yeah, of all of our because references. also on paper we tick the box of they cannot in any way possibly harm the protagonist. So both of those t boxes get ticked, which means now we have issues we have to resolve, and we have to go back a step. Mola doesn't actually know what formidable means. I mean, we, we, Cavalo we read, out the definition. read the definition. I don't, out. Know, yeah. <laughs> I don't know how else to help. However, 
yeah however words have words don't have meanings they have shared understandings so when you say something and you know that it's going to cause a lot of confusion you have to be like okay a better word would be da -da 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 -da, for these reasons that we've elaborated on yeah and, and the other point that comes to mind is that like are any of the other villains in the DCEU movies that he thinks are bad, are any of those villains not formidable? Yeah, Steppenwolf is formidable. Absolutely, all of them are. Absolutely all yeah, of them so are. Yeah, so what, what is formidable. the distinction here? The whole point of this video is here's how to do DCEU. If anything, it's the big problem with the DCEU. Every villain is crazy strong. I mean, that was my whole point, is that there's no point using this word if it's going to be this broad. You have to use something else. You have yeah. to be more specific, because fucking everything well, is formidable it, it's when it's... Mysterio, is he formidable? It's like, well, not him specifically, but the drones are. I guess that's another problem. This feels like the kind of writing advice you'd get in a synopsis yep. of a writing book. It sounds like, like you oh, get the on villains a should yeah. probably be formidable, <laughs> and you should probably understand what and who they are. It's formidable Let when they present... <laughs> Even their helmets look like skulls, and you're like, what? <laughs> um, so evil. Wait, what do you like... Are they formidable? Did they present an, an obstacle for your hero? It's like, man, I'm well on the way to making a really great story now. I'm gonna make <laughs> it so that my hero, who is Guy, and enemy is Guy with gun, did it. Understandable. You, you oh, fucked you my know, wife. You just, it is. <laughs> <laughs> I did it. I created a, the best of the DCEU. I, I created story as I was told to. By... Uh, Blinkist. We need more Blinkist. The purpose of it one. being to make Zod a worthy antagonist that we can find. Define worthy. Yeah, worthy. There's some strange way to describe it. And dangerous. Someone we might actually lose to. And the way this film accomplished. No, there was never a chance of losing to him because Superman just had to fucking walk through the world engines. He just doesn't yeah. until the yeah, end. Yeah, that's the thing. That's why we constantly suggest in our watch through just punch it. And then he doesn't, and then he decides to punch it, and then that solves the problem. And One it's really weird. Doing Superman stories, he's a little bit too powerful. Makes it really Makes hard. It tough, yeah. Yeah. Just that is by taking the main plot and inverting it for his POV. In the Krypton prologue, it becomes inverting very clear it for that's... his POV. Oh, these censuses. Inverting it for his POV. I'm guessing he's going to try and argue that, like, if you look at it from Zod's perspective, he's on his own protagonist. From my journey. point of view, the Jedi are evil. And you are prologue, it becomes very clear that Zod's external objective is to save his dying race, for which he needs the codex that holds the power to artificially breed Kryptonian babies for specific pre-assigned roles. And it's pretty evident how far he's willing to. You know, it would be interesting if he said, no, no more Codex. I'm destroying the Codex. We're making babies the old-fashioned way. <laughs> no destiny. No fate. We're fucking our species into success. That would have been interesting. Or just, you know, if they don't have the population to be able to do that, they just birth the things from the, the pods, but no assigning. Pods. You know? Yeah. They can just be He's born. just like, like, yeah, you're a Kryptonian. If his goal is primarily, first and foremost, to save his species, then why doesn't he just fuck that female officer? You know, like, why is he so desperate for the Codex when his primary goal is just to further the species in general? They can't do that anymore, I guess. They don't have the bits. Yeah, how do they stop, how do they stop people from, like, 
making babies. I don't a whole, know. A whole civilization. Maybe. Because in like, the implication that in they brave new world, there's all sorts of social pressures like baked into them to avoid, you know, having standard births and all that. But in this society, I guess they just don't. I was going to say, maybe the assigned role, are they implying the assigned roles took away their sex drives? Like, they all became a particular side, but that, uh, no, that doesn't make sense. Then how like, did, yeah. I can't, I don't know, they didn't tell us. ...specific pre-assigned roles, and it's pretty evident how far he's willing to go to accomplish this goal. Yeah, he kills Shall one of the council members. <laughs> it's, it's weird, why did you kill the old lady? Someone says China rags, so, they, so Chinese people fuck. Yes, they do. In In fact, so I don't know. You know, there's a lot of Chinese people. They're all very How do you think that happened? To... Well, there's a lot of things to address there. First of all, I'm guessing they're talking about the one kid policy. That doesn't exist anymore. They stopped that um, because there are a lot of adverse consequences to doing that, as it turns out. Yeah. So the average is the the average couple has to have like two point something kids to keep the species 2 going. One kids. That's yeah. Two point. You got. You yeah. got to have. Yeah. So if each couple has two kids, the population ain't going up. No. And as we as we find out in basically every developed country, it tends to stabilize at the the rate of replacement once it becomes a stable civilization. And yeah, they, they establish at one point in this that we did population control. It's like why? We just Oh did. yeah, they just say we established population control. Why? So you don't fill up the galaxy? <laughs> to avoid filling the galaxy, yeah. God forbid. Okay. They're meant to government establishing birth control. Yeah, but the people are still... They're still having sex what? and having babies. Also, they stop that. Right. So, also, if you the... use... yeah, so if you notice that they did it, you'd also notice that they decided not to do it, and they, they stopped yeah, doing they, it, too. They stopped doing it because... Yeah. And importantly for Krypton, the way the exposition is delivered is that they instituted population control because they were running out of resources on their home planet at the mm. exact same time they stopped and abandoned all their other outposts around the galaxy. That's insane. No, those no, the, the other outposts didn't they stop? I thought they died because Krypton died for some reason. Yes. No, they just said they abandoned them. No, no, no. It's it's both. No? Because they go to all the outposts and it's dull people. Yeah, it's dull people. No, skeletons. There's, there's dull skeletons. I'm realizing a about how they abandoned those. And they say people. at the same time they were instituting population. Well, we can. Should we have the will building discussion? We can because feels. Um. Yeah. yeah, we can. Uh, just wait one moment. I have to use the loo real quick. I will be right back. Very well. Um. I'm also. Blue. <laughs> three potential videos to cover. <laughs> three, four, We've only three done hours, one. Yep. Jesus. Maybe we'll have to do another refap on Bad of Steel. Rip. The point, <laughs> the point that I'm saying is that it makes absolutely no sense that they would institute population control at the same time that they abandon space exploration because they're running out of resources. That doesn't make any sense. Um, if you're running out of resources and you're overpopulating your own planet, why would you also at the exact same time abandon all your space colonies? Am I crazy? Yeah. Am I losing my mind? No, I, <laughs> I, 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 what is this? I like EFAP, but when they step too far outside of film analysis, it's like, geez, lol. We're talking about Battle What Steel. the hell are you talking about? It's about Battle of Steel right now. The wheel building in Battle of Steel. What's, what's the topic? <laughs> I can't understand. I guess, I guess they talk about the China uh, birth control thing? Well, 
I don't, I don't okay, even... so I mean, I, you got to be more specific because the whole point about when a, a society becomes advanced enough, it stabilizes. That is just categorically true. The quiet... You got to be more specific when you say that we're wrong. You got to tell us what we're actually wrong about specifically. The quiet implication is that something it. killed all the other Kryptonian colonies. I did not get that impression when I watched it. I yeah, neither did I. Um. Yeah, we can we can we can go over it a bit more once once Rags is back. Any second. All of Western Europe is below replacement. Yeah, except when there are immigrants, and then it is at replacement. But yeah, you're right. Below replacement a little bit. No, I don't, I don't know. You you just say you did it wrong, you silly. <laughs> I don't know why we'd be appealing to that anyway when we're dealing with intergalactic civilizations. Like right, the rules probably change at that point. I'd say so. Yeah. And we're also dealing with a civilization that has artificial babies, so there's never going to be a population control issue in terms of it going too far down. Like... Yeah, how, how could it? So yeah, it's, um, it's a weird one. <laughs> the guy probably doesn't like you talking about the desire to agree on definitions of words so people can communicate effectively. Semantics <laughs> is important. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what about penis? Hello. That meme. Look at that meme. Considering we could on terraform Earth, but crypto's <laughs> penis to <laughs> crypto penis. <laughs> <laughs> crypto penis. Crypto penis. It's dangerous. You got okay. Need to be careful with that one. <sighs> well, I mean. Maybe I'll just I'll just start it up, right? So mm -hmm. the planet's running out of energy. That's that's the big issue. That's where it all begins. All of this starts at Krypton running out of energy. Um of course they've cracked interstellar travel, but they can't figure out how to create energy in any other way than harvesting their own core and destroying their own planet. Yeah. Um, they have to figure it out fusion, I guess. Rip that. So, in response to the idea that they should I guess inhabit other habitable worlds, the council says what? Evacuate the whole planet? <laughs> Which is one of the dumbest parts of the whole fucking movie. Like the, the the question at hand is do we all die or do maybe as little of us die as we can muster? And they go, yeah, all of us die, I guess. All of us die. We're <laughs> all in this together, alright? Um, Jor-El even says it's too late to save anybody on Krypton. Like he, he straight up just says, like, it's too late for people on Krypton, but uh, the Codex can be sent, and, and, you know, presumably we can terraform another planet and begin anew. So he's already wrong, because <laughs> not only do people from Krypton survive being Kal-El and... What, what's the tism name for... Is Zod just Zod, or is it Zod-L? His name know. is General Zod. Okay, well... That's his name. <laughs> those two... Not cool enough for a good name. Like, for some reason, they didn't know... Oh god, I can't even begin. Like, their prison protects people from being the planet yes, exploding. Yes, because they get sent to the, uh, the, the super-duper, um, phantom zone. Not only does it protect them from the explosion, it releases them from prison as well. Like, it's yeah, when, when, fascinating. When so yeah, yeah, you could definitely survive it, and we already know you could survive it by literally fucking leaving Krypton to go to any one of these amazing outposts they've gotten over 100,000 years. So, like, he's just wrong. Completely yeah. fucking wrong. Um, 
But yeah, we, you know, you can go and live on other planets. So we, we could have evacuated a whole bunch of people, but we just say, nah, we can't, it's too late. Um, like, like, the obvious thing would be, why could you send a person with the Codex, but you can't get anybody off the planet in time because it's too late? And then that ties into something that Jor-El says to uh, uh, Clark later. Clark says, why didn't you and Mum come with me? And um, I, was, I was talking about this earlier. I'm trying to find the, the quote. Yeah, let's just say, uh, because we can't. <laughs> Well, something. see, that would have been better if he had said we, oh, we were unable okay. to. Um, scanning past the other quotes with Zod says stupid shit. Um, I am back. Hooray. Hello. Foundation has to be built on something. No, no, no. Well, basically, um, the question isn't answered properly. Like, Clark is like, why didn't you and Mum come with me? And he says that um, they are like failures, much like. Um, Krypton was, and much like Zod is, and that their fate was like tied to the planet. He basically says like, "Nah, we weren't, we weren't coming because we shouldn't." Not that they couldn't. Yeah, he, yeah, he just says, "I'm gonna go down with the ship," which is a really <laughs> fucking strange thing Very for him strange. to say. Um, I, I certainly don't understand it at all. Like he, he yeah, okay, I got the quote. We, so in response to saying, why didn't you and mum come with me? He says, we couldn't, no matter how much we wanted to, no matter how much we loved you. Your mother and I are a product of the failures of our world as much as Zod was. We're tied to its fate. That's, that's but one of the things where I say, okay, okay, get on the starship. Yeah, I'd be like, shut the fuck up and get on the starship, yeah. goddammit. Um, <clears throat> no, like Zod fucking does without any problems. Now, if they wanted to go as far as establishing that it was impossible, like the, they'd only got this one ship built, which by the way I still don't believe, but fine. But, but they don't say that. They just say that their fate is tied to uh, to, the, to the planet. Yeah, it's just like, okay, yeah. I, don't, I just don't get that at all. Um, and yeah, so then once the prison is broken open by the destruction of Krypton, they re-engineer the phantom drive, which allows them to be trapped. They re-engineer that into a hyperdrive so that they can travel the universe. That's a good thing one of them was like a fucking Crazy space engineer. scientist, yeah. And it's unfortunate mm -hmm. that no one else cracked this other than, as stated, Jor-El, who created it for uh, Clark's ship. And that's why when but... you put those two together, it creates a black hole. <laughs> yeah, however, we're basing that under the assumption that surely... So how do they get to all the other planets? Well, because they cr uh. they, they re-engineer the Phantom Drive into a hyperdrive from the prison they broke out of. It turns their prison okay. ship into a into a ship that can travel the universe. Remember all those habitable planets that Jor-El talked about? I guess they just couldn't find yeah. any of those. Not one. In the 100,000 years of traversing the universe, there was just there's only Earth. Because that makes sense. That's not true, though. Because we find all the colonies and stuff of all the people, but they turned into skull people. Well, as it stated, without Krypton supporting them, they would fall. Just they'd just die. But they got terraformed. The well, world got make terraformed sense because that's the thing. How is it that Earth will survive if Krypton doesn't exist to support it? It's like, oh, so that means they can survive without Krypton supporting it. Yes, and that's what Jor-El described. He was like, "There's habitable planets out there. We've got the world engine." What's so special about is Earth seriously the only planet that fits all of these incredibly specific criteria? Well, why don't they just go to Mars and terraform it? Because Mars doesn't work. It's not the same. <laughs> all right. I don't know. 
But we, you know, us humans, we would have been chill with that, I think. Don't destroy us. You can have Moz give us access to your technology. <laughs> well, well, you can be Martians now. Yeah. Like Kryptonian tech requires a ton of energy, which is clearly <laughs> not an issue for no. their society, by the way. Uh, when Zod arrives at, at Outpost, he is wearing a spacesuit, while the corpse is not, implying the terraforming process needs to be run constantly. So that doesn't solve anything. That 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 further complicates things. So, so I don't think the person died because so the so it's not even clear how the person died. No. They just show up to the planet and everyone's a skull person. Yep. In fact, I find it really odd that the the way their bodies are placed. They're like um almost like they died screaming while shooting or something, which by the way, if some, yeah. someone yeah. Someone in chat said that that's a subtle implication of how they were killed. It's like I feel like Zod would have been able to tell that that was how they would have died fighting if that was the they case. They died fighting who? Yeah, Each if other? He was a soldier. Why? Oh, well, I don't know, some horrible I managed to scan to the scene directly. There you go. He's like, "Bah." I don't know. But um just just to further the point that the world building is awful. This is what I was talking about earlier. So the line in the actual script yeah is uh, Jor-El says, for 100,000 years, our civilization flourished, accom accomplishing wonders. Mm -hmm. And Clark says, what happened? And Jor-El says, artificial population control was established. The outposts, on space the outposts on space exploration were abandoned. We exhausted our natural resources. As a result, our planet's core became unstable. So at the exact same time that they're running out of resources, they decided to stop exploring other parts of the galaxy where they can find other resources yeah other habitable and planets when, when everything's falling apart jor-el says we can escape to other planets there are other habitable planets for us to go why would he say planets if he meant only earth <laughs> yeah and if you this is the thing it doesn't work jor-el described that as a thing you could do with krypton being exploded okay so it's not going to use krypton as support and there are habitable worlds out there worlds it's insane. None of it makes any sense at all. They they spanned across the galaxy. They got everything set up. It was flourishing. It was great. Then suddenly they made a whole yeah. bunch of really weird decisions that destroyed everything. Yeah. Every By planet the they explored for a hundred thousand years, they just all die. Every single hundred thousand years. A hundred thousand. So years. much fucking time. That's a lot of time. But, There's a really great comment in chat. Someone said they literally did everything they could to die, and that is absolutely <laughs> kind what of. Happened. Yeah, <laughs> imagine how um, many Kryptonians are around space. Like, I don't, I don't believe yeah. all of them died in their outposts. That's so insane. said. All of this could have been prevented with the death penalty. Um, <laughs> um, before, no, the, yeah. before well, she, no, the Krypton still would have been exploded. Before she explodes, uh, Jor-El's wife—I forget her name—she she's asked if she wishes to like go anywhere by the robot, and she says there is no refuge. Like, oh, That's mate, not true, though. You literally sent your son to a refuge, but... <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, the son, yeah, follow his coordinates. Let's go where he's going. Um, oh. So, uh, what was I going to say? It was... Oh, yeah, when we talk about, like, civilization stuff, if you're a, if you're a species and you're at the point where for 100,000 years you've spanned across the galaxy and have established all of these planets that you're living on, like, you won. You did it. Yeah. Yeah, like you're you you did it. You won the game of life. Congratulations. How how you collapse after that point on a galactic scale, you have to come up with some crazy shit. 
Yeah, I've got my <laughs> story notes here. We traveled the galaxy and ran out of natural resources. How? How? <laughs> the natural resources of the universe. If the only if you place can travel left. the galaxy, there are like clouds of like diamonds out in space. There's all sorts of like yeah. elements and resources just out there in. It's funny you say like that. Insane numbers. Just in, go get them. In Dyson Sphere program, you eventually unlock this thing. It like harvests gas giants. It's a machine that you just drop on a gas giant and it just starts harvesting materials out of it. Oh, sick. I have one right next to me. I was wondering what I can do with it. Mm. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> it's an oxygen harvester. I set it up right next door. <laughs> but um, yeah, the, the fact that they just all went extinct, like it's a, no, just fuck off. That's no. We're in a galaxy fucking It's terrible scale. and painful. It's insane. It's, I don't believe it for a fucking second. At least Wonder Woman has the excuse that it was a really badly told story from the people in-universe, okay? Zeus and oh. Ares and all that? Nah, it was just Wonder Woman's mum being an idiot. <laughs> it's just a, just a prank, guys, okay? Jor-El says all of this stuff very matter-of-factly. He was, like, involved in a lot of how it all went to shit. Like, they wanted- they were happy to just blow up the planet, too. They didn't even, like, oh, maybe we should get on a ship, I don't know. Like, even just... Yeah, maybe we should leave, maybe we should, like, Maybe we should do something. And like I said, it would be better. This is not me saying this is what they should have done. It would be better if they were Huxes and went, No, the planet will be fine. We will continue mining it. Mahaha. And then it explodes. What we got instead was you should evacuate. And they go, Evacuate the whole planet. Yeah, right. <laughs> why are you saying that? If. Why Why are you? <laughs> Who wrote yeah, that? Yeah, you should though. <laughs> What would you have us do? Evacuate? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's the one. Yeah, Imprison yeah, yeah. this guy. <laughs> I don't like him. <laughs> to accomplish this goal. All it takes is a few key scenes in regards to the plot to clearly establish just how motivated he is. Oh, that part was really dumb. Jor-El just doesn't execute Zod. He clearly intends to. He killed all of the other ones. He just, just stops. It's actually pretty funny because I was curious what was happening because I remembered it being the case. Um, Zod is on the floor and he starts telling Jor-El's wife to not do this. Like he just starts appealing to her and Jor-El's just sort of standing there like, mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. It's like, you killed all the other ones, why didn't you kill him? He's literally trying to fucking kill your baby. Also, as we point out in the EFAM movies, th Hey Ranks, you know if you're gonna leave hey. all of those soldiers outside, as you point out, it's like, why were they all outside instead of in? What do you think their one task could be? Let me see. To secure the Codex. Um, well, they think the Codex like is in the building, right? So what, what could he yeah, leave Yeah, so they arrive at the building for? to secure the Codex. What, what about the ones he, he says to stay outside while he goes and fights Jor-El himself without bringing them for some reason? <sighs> to make sure we're not interrupted, to keep away the other guys, to buy us time? Sure, sure. One thing I think maybe could be a thing is that they, they detect, I think, a ship is, is, is leaving. And, is, and of course, when he gets out there, he says to shoot uh, the, the ship down. Maybe by staying out there, they could shoot any ship that immediately gets close or leaves, because they know yeah, that that's you, the thing they yeah. don't want to happen. I mean, they got all these they got all these ships with guns on them. So, where I'm going with this is, it's the worst of both worlds. They don't go in when, if they did, Jor-El would have lost. Everything would have been destroyed. But they also don't shoot down the ship when they could have. They have to wait until Jor-El gets back outside to tell them to do so, and then they're too late. If the Codex was on the ship leaving, though, then why would they shoot it? 
Don't they need it? Um, I don't have an answer for that question. <laughs> so I'm, I would got... imagine that they would. That's so actually possibly it makes no a pretty sense. good point. Yeah. So that. So that's. So the fact that they're out there is just dumb. They should be in there securing. Like this is really, really important. Well, this is kind of like the whole reason they're sort of doing um, this. So you think they'd all be inside getting it? If you've got the stream up, by the way, right? So that's Clock Ship right I up mean. there, and um, this a big epic moment when they activate it and Zod's like no, and and, and it lifts off. I completely blanked when I was about to watch this for a second time. I was like, does he just escape? And it's like, no, no, no. Zod says like take that ship down, and they almost do, but another ship that you can kind of see in the distance there. Um, shoots down Zod's ship. If yeah, Zod like, was yeah, slightly faster, if... or if he told his... I know, I know, I know, but I'm trying to get it, like, this is a problem on its own, but then there's also the problem that Zod shouldn't want to destroy the ship anyway. Basically, he's yeah, triple stupid in this scene. He made three major mistakes. Nice. No, he was bred to be a soldier. He doesn't make mistakes. <laughs> yeah. so... This is the thing. For the people who want to appeal to his, like, meat-headedness when it comes to being a soldier, how come he's so shit at being a soldier? He was beaten by a scientist in a fist fight. He forgot he had a tentacle blade. <laughs> yeah, yeah, guys. Just in case, just just so we're clear, the story doesn't make any sense in Man of Steel. Like none of it. It basically really makes zero sense from Boo. start to finish. It's a really bad movie. If you like it, that's fine. But the movie's fucking shit. Mm -hmm. Find him. I will reclaim what you have taken. From yes. Him. <laughs> I gotta break it up a bit, you know. I gotta break it up a bit. <laughs> but yeah, just to bring you back down to and the video. And then he says he's gonna reclaim it, but you wanted to destroy it. Yeah, you nearly blew it up. Um, yeah, so make up your mind. Maybe he Amazing was hoping when he blew up the ship that the codex would fall out of the ship and he'd grab it. <laughs> and he just hold his hands out <laughs> and he just catch it. Um, I and yeah, I just wanted to. Phil Mento's point here is that we can clearly tell what Zod wants. It's like. Good God. Even though he's clearly contradicting himself and well, how, just that, I guess. That's such a low bar. We like, know what the villain wants. You did yeah. it. You can write. And this is the thing. If someone was like, well, you think that's important, right? But, like, but well, yes, but like, it's got to be more specific than that, right? It can't just be, you need to know what they want and then you're good. I will find him, Lara. I will find him! You <laughs> <laughs> put it in there. Uh -huh. He did it. Well, is he playing it like this to be like, you see, it's so clear what he wants. <laughs> okay. Let's find him. He said, I will find him three times in volume every time. That he way. said, capture that, that ship, not destroy it. Is that true? I could have sworn he was going to go destroy it. Because, like. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's going to blow it up. Let me, I will replay the scene in a moment. But chat, too. You can listen. Epic. Actually, wait. This isn't him speaking. Audio copyright. Bring that ship down. That's my made up language. Oh, he says bring that ship down. So. Oh, yeah, that means destroy it. I'm pretty sure that means destroy it. Also, yeah, bring that ship down, he says. I could have sworn we were shown a targeting computer. Oh, yeah, they're aiming their guns. They're aiming yeah, their they're guns. Yeah, they're aiming their gun at it. Oh, they, yeah, there's a targeting computer. Yeah. Target he even says target locked inside of there like a fucking TIE fighter pilot. And see? They get blown up. If they had fucking organized this just seconds earlier, Clark would be dead. That's the end of the movie, yeah. Crazy. Well, I guess that's not the end of the movie. I guess after that, they just have to fuck now. <laughs> Bring that God ship forbid. down gently. <laughs> <laughs>
I don't want to have to fuck this attractive woman next to me. Whoa, they hate that ship. Oh, nice reference. Nice. Uh, <laughs> I will find. Okay. <laughs> Show the penis ships. As Winsod eventually arrives. I will come on your bum. Oh no. I can't believe they made those penis ships though. They were really funny. Someone <laughs> must have said something. I just want it to be that <laughs> many people were passionately working on it and loved it. There was one guy giggling. He was like, <laughs> <It's> like <laughs> "What are you laughing at?" What are you laughing at? It's like, oh, nothing. It's great. It's, I love your, I love your pods. Great work, guys. Can I have a smaller version that I can take home just as a sort of like, hey, we did it. So you think it's more, do you, should we make these like, should we make these pods longer or thicker? Do you think, which one do you think is more important? <laughs> do you think it's more important that it has greater girth? Oh, sorry. I mean, with. It's. <laughs> And they have all the things, like, the concept art that's modeled after, it's just loads of dildos, they're like, hmm, hmm, yeah, hmm. Something strange. And you know, Zach is just so innocent that he's just like, what are these things, by the way? And you're like, oh, like, ancient weaponry. <laughs> Some of the Romans would use. <laughs> like, oh. As Winsard eventually arrives to Earth, his motivation manifests itself through his own inverted plot. He Stop! Manifest motivation manifests itself through his own inverted plot. Yep. What Why is it inverted? Oh. What does inverted mean? In this Why, context. Like, when you start that sentence, his motivation manifests itself. I'm like, stop, stop. Whatever you're about to say doesn't need to be said the way you just said it. When he speaks, it's like someone wandering around the woods who just eventually <laughs> will get out. Like, just eventually. The path they take to get there will be ziggity zaggity and up and down and around, but oh, yeah. eventually it sort of gets there, maybe. Ziggity zaggity. He needs to turn into Krypton in order to save his race's no, existence before no, the he Earth. He doesn't ends. need to. He's he explicit about that in the film. That. He even says it's not necessary. Sorry. Oh, by the way, uh, the protagonist, I don't know if you know, but the protagonist is Kryptonian. He's Superman <laughs> and he's, he's living on Earth. Yep. And he's an okay. Well, you know, he had some sad times when he was he was grown up, and that's enough for Krypton to, 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 to for Zod to kill every human. Stop him! As we know that inverted plot, there's no question about his formidability. If we don't give every, why are you saying all of this this way? Why it's not an inverted plot? What does that even mean? <laughs> uh... He's like uh... to assess his invertibility, his formidability. You have to look at how it manifests. He's Russian his now. Kind of. He was Russian. <laughs> it's a combo, okay? I don't know what accent it is specifically. I'm trying. Does but... anyone know what that accent is? Can anyone? Does anyone have a good ear for that? I'm just curious. Martian. Uh, Scandinavian of some kind, maybe. Chat. Which which, not... which part of the world is he from? He's not German, is he? German. 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 Like Finnish. Serbian. Russian. Finnish. Spanish. Right Spanish. Brazilian. Non-specific. Finnish. Finnish. French. <laughs> Swedish. Swedish. Stupid. Romanian. <laughs> Romanian. Yeah, we got a couple of guesses in chat. I don't know. It's a lot of people simple. Spanish. I don't know. Portuguese. Por qué? There's no question about his formidability. If we don't give everything we he have to stop him now, he won't be stopped at all. <laughs> if we don't give everything to stop him, he won't be stopped. You're like, okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't agree. Are you sure about that? 
I mean, the motivation angle is so effective that it makes even Zod's right-hand soldier Faora more imposing than the main villains in most of the other entries. What? So no. he said, Zod's motivation no. is so good, it makes his underlings better than the hero, the villains in the other movies. That's false. Okay. Did you learn that from reading that book? <laughs> oh, wait, yeah, sorry. Yeah. From, reading, from reading the notes so, from that book. What's funny is... Remembering <laughs> I would like to know what the other people think about all of this. Unfortunately, they are just a unit of soldiers that have no thoughts of their own, apparently. Like, that's just how they seem to work. The idea that she, she absorbs... She is nothing in this movie. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, what is so special about her, exactly? It's like, well, you know, her boss, he's got a real good motivation, so she does too. Didn't he put her in the thumbnail? Yep. Why? Yeah, She's nothing. Her, She's a blank slate. He's got, he's got the word she, best she... next to her. Uh, uh, just evil soldier lady. Yep, evil soldier lady. I don't have morality. You do. That means I'm better than. <laughs> what a great character! I don't have morality. Yeah. <laughs> All right. She's so relentlessly motivated. Relentlessly motivated. Can I? You know what? We're gonna play this one more time. The way this fight goes, how edgy is it that she jumps, lands, and just like doesn't even look at them? Like, yeah, you can shoot me, bitch. Doesn't do nothing. Yeah, that's not even she's like so relentless brilliant. motivation. Yeah. She's she's being dramatic. Yeah, what is what is this? Motivated. Other than look how cool I am. Yeah. Isn't that just look how cool I am? Yes. Yep. Absolutely. Calling her relentless at that point, I'd be like, well, she's she pauses to get the camera, give the camera a good look at her, like, yeah, <laughs> I'm bad. And yeah, I, did, I didn't like this portion as well because like, there's just nothing these guys can do. So it, it's just a matter of. Um, yeah, look how awesome this is. She's just blasting through them. It's like, well, yeah, what else would happen? I don't know. I, think it... uh, I mean, it, yeah, this... Yeah, like, I, I wish I Superman would stop her, happen. but Superman, you know... He's, he's <laughs> just... He's busy off-screen. <laughs> Damn, she's fast. She's super-powered already. Yep. ...on all you want, but as long as she's physically So she able doesn't to... even need the atmosphere. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's another problem with this, is that they're all able to take on Clark with ease when the whole fucking point was the Earth's sun gives you super-duper everything. That's what Jor-El said. Oh, I thought it was the atmosphere. Oh, well, whatever. Either one, both, whatever. It's just the fact that the um, these guys seem to have it already. And, like, the excuse I've seen people say is, like, yeah, but they're soldiers. Like, well, but that doesn't make you that super strong. Yeah. It makes if, you I saw a if I saw a Marine doing this, I wouldn't be like, well... <laughs> Well, they are in the US. So. Oh, also, for people in chat saying it's the sun, we're going from the movie. It's very unclear what, what the power comes from in the movie. Yeah. We I always thought it was the sun. We understand. Atmosphere for some reason. We, we know the Superman law is because people are even saying the yellow sun. It's like, yeah, I know. I know. No, 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 no. The movie, it's very unclear. If you watch what happens to different people at different times. Because Jarrell says the sun, but then while he's on Zod's ship, uh, they turn the atmosphere back to Earth's atmosphere, and he gets his powers back. So, yeah. it's a mixed bag. They're not quite clear. And they've got the sun shining on them in the movie, but it's only once they release their, um, their face things do they actually get affected. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, jor says it's the sun, but the film says otherwise. Yeah, just, just we're going from the film, exactly. okay? It's as painful for us as it is for you to listen to us say it. <laughs> we don't <laughs> Get fulfill her mission, she will. You will not win. Forever you may you save. 
We will kill a million more. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you even play this? Oh, it's awful. Oh. Why, like, there's just nothing to that. For every. It's so evil. It's not about the fact that, like, for every time you prevent Krypton from living again, I will make this world suffer, you know? Instead, it's. If you try and save people's lives, I will kill more of them. You're like, what the fuck? It's very malevolent. It's not that she's indifferent to the suffering of humans because she doesn't care. It's like she wants them to suffer despite him. On the other hand, is born from the character side. The purpose here being to make Zod not just an evil movie bad guy, but someone we can clearly perceive as a real person. They don't have morality. Yeah, <laughs> they brag about how they don't have morality. Yeah, they're, they're, this is like, she's proud of it. Yeah, this is the um the have your cake and eat it sort of defenses of Man of Steel because simultaneously Zod is too soldier mode to be able to not do the smart thing. Oh, sorry, to do the smart <laughs> thing. But at the same exactly. time, he's such an understandable character that's quite sympathetic, and you can understand his motivations. You're like, wait a minute, wait a you minute. You can't have it both <laughs> ways. Either he's this, like, he's bred to be stupid, or he's a real person <laughs> yeah. with, like, real motivations, they and he's understandable. They bred him to be stupid. <laughs> so, I mean, I like, don't know about it. It's experimental. Both. Yeah. Which, again, is done in her character journey of finding his own place in the universe and inverting it. We've had a child's on. How is it inverted? You need to explain what you mean when you say inverted. Because, like, maybe what he a, will. How is he just has a different drive? It's not inverted. It's two completely different things. Heresy. Unlike Clark, who was naturally born, Zod was artificially bred into the pre-assigned role of a soldier. And so he genuinely cannot accept Krypton's demise because based on his own inverted inner character belief, his very existence is dependent on there being a Krypton for him to fight for. Wow, where was that? Um, the, well, but the, that's where the problem comes in with, um... He still makes choices that clearly go against whatever he would have been programmed for, like killing the fucking council of the world he's supposed to defend. Yeah. You'd be like, well, this is just the AI going nuts. <laughs> like it's, 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 it's program. It's just like, that's what I gotta do. Um, he's making his own decisions and using his own judgment. He's not an automaton. He can't pretend that he was just bred to make every decision that he makes. But like, it's, it's, yeah, possibly. Because if, if they were breeding people to, uh, based on, to, like, if they are breeding people to act in a certain way after Krypton was destroyed, then they knew that Krypton would be destroyed, which means, oh, wait, oh, shit, that's where we live. We should do something. And then they stuff happens. And, yeah, I think and also, the, um... even to save Krypton or to restore Krypton, he goes about it in, like, the worst possible way. Yeah, he, he says um, when, when, when everything's been destroyed except him, he says, I exist solely for Krypton, like, or something like that. And so without it, he's just like, He's lost now, and he just dis This is the part that really bothered me, right? When you have a thing designed with a purpose, and then that purpose becomes an impossibility. You know, like Dark Fate did this, and so the Terminator became a Draper. It's like, okay, that's that's something I guess that he could do. Um, with with this, he's like, well, I'm gonna kill everyone on Earth. You're like, oh, of all the why, things you why? could have done, you have chosen to do. And and I guess it's because he he, he feels that Clark stole his soul from him. <laughs> um, and yeah, so this is the thing. You use this idea that he's he's bred to defend Krypton, and so without being able to do it, he's nothing. He wasn't GG 
mode until the um, the codex, or, or, or rather the, the, the pods thing was destroyed. The world engine being destroyed didn't seem to set him in a, in a position of it's over. Like, the idea of he has to live on Earth wasn't out of the question. Because I imagine Krypton isn't a place, it's a people. Eh? Eh? Yeah, I get it. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and again, <laughs> that's what the film missed out on, was having the moment of, you can't do the world engine thing anymore. So will you live alongside humans? And then you can have it be that he's just like, humans are scum, fuck you. <laughs> it's like, all right, yeah. But we never did Why it. Just... Superman burst into the ship and destroyed it and said Krypton had its chance. Oh, God. <laughs> so yeah, uh, needs work. I exist only to protect Krypton. That is the source for which Stop. I was born. Yep, so... Okay. So now that there's no Krypton, you're gonna kill everyone. Kill everyone on the new planet? <laughs> what I mean, like, man. I don't like, see how that follows. Well, he doesn't at like all. he doesn't like uh, Clark. He thinks Clark's an asshole. So remember, so like, if you didn't catch it, Rags, Clark says you're a monster, and I'm gonna stop you. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why that happened. So if you were unclear, uh, Zod <laughs> is a monster now, and he has to. Oh, I, I I picked up on some subtle clues that led me to that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, a soldier without a war, right? Like that's that's what they say about Cap sometimes in 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 the MCU. It's a really cool and interesting concept. They did fuck all with it in this, other than he's crazy now. He doesn't want to kill Superman so he can rule this new world or anything. He doesn't want to dominate. He doesn't want to take charge. He yeah, doesn't yeah, want to make. He said like Krypton in a different way. You know, a part of his, like, interactions with Clark could have been like, why didn't you take over these people? You're better than them. That sort of thing. And then when he's near defeat, he's like, I, if I kill you, I can become, you know, the king yeah. of the Earth or whatever. Like, if I can't make Krypton, you know, if this way, then I'll make Krypton, you know, I'll make this place like Krypton in a different way. Like, I'll change the culture and I'll change the everything because I have that power now. I'll, a lot of people saying, I'll make uh, why did myself. you... You know, terraform Mars. They never talk about it. They don't tell us it's an impossibility. They don't tell yeah, us anything about I, it. I asked. I'm like, if you can terraform, just like go to Mars. That's the thing. I, I automatically anywhere. assume that they can't do that, but the film never says it, from what I remember. This is one of the problems that horrifically bad writing creates: is that when we're trying to figure out the movie, we can't tell if it's an actual aspect of the movie or if it's just the shitty writing. Yeah. Like we don't know. <clears throat> Where did you learn logic? to criticize movies? On a farm. On a farm. <laughs> On a farm. <laughs> As in shooting the Earth with a blue sky beam just because it looks cool, but because doing so is the only purpose for which he exists. <laughs> shooting a blue what sky. A beam. Shooting lasers. <laughs> Why? No, that, not true at all. That no. is not the only purpose not for which true he at exists. All. Yeah, but it, you know, if if he were if he were a smart person and his goal was to preserve Kryptonian life, he probably wouldn't wage war on the planet. Yeah, because generally war makes the amount of people go down. <laughs> I like what uh, Thugnificent said. They clearly need a livable planet. It's like, did you see what they were gonna do to Earth? Gonna <laughs> 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 fucking raise that shit. And if you're trying you to save Kryptonians and you don't have many of them left, you think you would like hypervalue each of them individually? I would like mm. to present Zod with a flower, and I'd be like, "You're gonna kill all of these things, you know." And then a tree. I'd be like, "Do you know what useful wood is? Do you know what we can do with it? You just want to obliterate it? Look at this house. There's people living here. Did you have to blow <laughs> it up?" I'd say, 
Look at this nuclear plant. If you blow it up, it's gonna be bad. Let me teach you about Chernobyl. Have you noticed that you look quite a bit like the humans on this planet? <laughs> Have you noticed that they're very, very surprised. similar to you? Yeah, I bet if he had sex with a human female, he'd probably just make a kid. They seem to be exactly the same. Well, that seems to be the way that it works in Spider-Man. <laughs> Spider-Man. <laughs> you fool! Not Spider-Man at all. Like, Superman seems to just be able to do that anyway. For whatever reason, you think they'd have different DNA, but, you know. So, Krypton proved that peace kills more people than war. That's what? because Kryptonians are parted. So <laughs> generally, they blew up their own planet. That doesn't count. <laughs> that has nothing to do with war or peace. That can happen independently <laughs> yeah. of either of those things. For starters, you can do that whether there's a war happening or there's not a war happening. If anything, that's you'd its ex own separate entirely. You'd expect it to be more common during war that planets get blown up than peace, but you know, I don't know. And if we're talking about you know a guy who's really highly valuing Kryptonian life, and in a war people die. He's like, yeah, maybe we shouldn't do war because I don't have many people that I could afford to lose. Like, I'm really, really low on people right now. We don't necessarily agree with what he's doing, but we understand. Don't necessarily agree. Oh, God. <laughs> you know, this reminds me a lot of, um, of, uh, I remember they, fuck, I think it was the guy who wrote Halo 5. He's like, no, see, Cortana, like, wanting to rule over all organics or kill them. Look. It, we don't like it, but it makes sense. She's doing something that makes sense. We just don't like it. I'm sick of it. People always okay. say that in defense of no. really crappy. Yeah. Did anybody agree with Zod? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, I guess Zod agreed with Zod, so there's that. Someone in the chat said, yeah, he's a soldier. War is the only option he considers. And it's like, guys, Jeez. soldiers, like are smart typically well, about yeah, when they soldiers, choose to what were the soldiers on krypton doing during peacetime were they just slapping people like <laughs> i yeah, mean yeah. really like soldiers are working towards a goal which is the end of the war like soldiers <laughs> don't just love being what in the thick of it and just... just say i know like what a terrible defense you're like hey they're soldiers they don't know anything but shooting people you're like what are, what are you what are you talking about? That, yeah, so when soldiers go into, like, a town to liberate it, they just shoot everybody in the town, you know? They're just Crumbopulous Michael. Soldiers. Doesn't matter. Children, animals, old people, doesn't matter. I just love killing. <laughs> like, soldiers, soldiers will have a context for peace. They will know what it is. They will possibly work toward it, I would say. Come on. They, no, they just love killing. <laughs> gosh, gosh darn. He's just such a well-written oh, soldier. Boy. Here I go, killing again. Which he exists. <laughs> we don't necessarily agree with what he's doing, but we understand oh, why on, he's stop. doing it. And nope. that understandability nope. is what makes him a person instead of a caricature. No, he's sure. absolutely no, he is a caricature. So, so yeah. again, yeah. I, to, to clarify, there are some caricature-like figures in real life who had reasons for their insane things that they did. That doesn't... Thanos. I would say he is almost the textbook definition of a caricature. Mm. Like, he is evil man. Evil bad yeah. soldier man, and his right-hand person is an evil bad soldier lady. And they're evil bad space people, and they're evil bad. And, yeah, they hate they hate humans for some reason. Well, they're just no, comically, they're just like, they're yeah. should wield the dark saber. He's like, yeah. <laughs> That's shockingly easy to imagine in my head. <laughs> 
Yep. <laughs> I mean, again, like I said, there's actually an interesting question on this ship that I'm not going to address because it's a stupid movie, but um, at the same time, I just can't believe he's making this appeal after everything he did to Clark in this movie. It's yeah. no self-awareness at all, but okay. You might think this I is obvious, but pool. Help all me. you have to do to find an instance where it's not present is, like, well, is look at you... the... Oh. It's like when he krypton if you make the ship go boom uh -huh. it's like well then why did you fucking drown him in skulls you idiot oh why is my float there uh oh yeah, yeah. why is he bringing in why is he bringing in max what's happening take, take it back a second you, destroy krypton! you might think this is obvious but all you have to do to find an instance where it's not present is look at the latest dc universe uh -oh. release why are you <laughs> <laughs> and just like with the hero giving your villain Wait, what what that's oh. it you're not gonna elaborate Wait, but what, no 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 what? that was still max working towards a goal that was well reasoned and he defined was getting oil to actually make his company have a product to sell he yeah. was trying to save his company and yeah. he's trying to save his reputation by doing so yeah, when, he finds out, reasons. when he finds out he can't get the oil he takes all of his men instead yeah, he something takes something else that, that will help him to further his goals Yep. Max You're making is better me than Zod. Yeah, Max is way better than Zod. It's not even close. Absolutely, Max is uh, Max is good yeah. compared to Zod for sure. Yeah. I better not say Max Lord is better than Zod. He's way fucking better. Zod it's doesn't not stand even a close. chance. Max is way better. Yeah, this is easy. <laughs> and remember, we're the people who absolutely shredded Wonder Woman 84 on three different videos that were longer than five hours. So please, yeah. don't try and pretend like we're like, hey, we like 84, it's better than bad. It's like, no, they're both shit, but one of them... This is the worst of them. This is like two out of ten. This is the worst of the DCEU so far. Um, mm -hmm. It's still got the best villain, or antagonist. Yeah. yeah, and just like yeah. with giving your villain an inverted inner journey also fills that. You never explained what inverted means. He doesn't. Like he just has w a different. He has a different inner journey. It's not <laughs> it's different. It's, yeah. It's like, I, ugh. God, I hate that. It makes it sound so much smarter <laughs> than it actually. And just like with the hero. Oh, uh, Thunder I said Wonder Woman 84 is more entertaining, right? Absolutely. Man of Steel oh, yeah. oh, is for miserable. Sure. For sure. Out yeah. of doubt. Not even a contest. Man of Steel is just grey blobs moving around the screen. <laughs> <laughs> and then a whole Give, city explodes. It's yeah. great. Giving your villain an inverted inner journey also fills that villain and his ultimate like clash against the hero giraffe. with emotion. <laughs> when Clark and Zod are fighting for the Earth, they're not fighting just for the Earth, but also to decide which of the internal journey answers is correct. But that's be dumb because they shouldn't be in conflict at all. Yeah, what do you yeah. mean which of the internal drives are correct? They're absolutely against each other to begin with. So like the idea that is the correct answer to let Krypton win or to save Earth from the potential Krypton? It's like, how about they both coexist? No one ever gets to yeah. ask this question. Yes. Zod doesn't even like you're you the scene you're using in the film is Zod's basically his first conversation with Clark where he drowns him in skulls. And this is the thing, like, why are you presenting this like it's like which one of their goals will be the one that's like superior? It's like one of them just wants genocide, the other one doesn't. Why why are you equating these as if they're like, uh, you see it's the inverse. Clark wants to save everyone, he wants to kill everyone. Whose will no, it work? It is the inverse. You see, it all makes sense. All coming together. To a predetermined purpose, or to be born to choose your own purpose. So, and when Clark. Superman has drive, and Zod has. Evird. They're not so okay. different, him and him. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> such a meme. You and I, we're the same. All he's managed. So different, you and I. All he's managed to accomplish is saying Clark got to choose his destiny while Zod was forced into the soldier one. But at the same time, that doesn't mean he doesn't get to make any decisions. Zod, I mean. He still does. Yep. Born to choose your own purpose. And when Clark ultimately reigns supreme and destroys the last hope for there to ever be a Krypton again, it sets up this really personal, emotion-based climax. Emotion-based climax. Stop it! Stop it! <laughs> I, just, I love the whole fucking destroyed city in the background. Yeah. Like, I'm yeah. terrified and all the humans It's so dead. emotional. Everyone is just dying in the background. Dude, when he commented on I'm how he stole. learned to fight on a farm, I was like, oh, I'm so into this. This is... <laughs> Without Krypton, has a purpose, and when a soldier has no for them to do, is fight until death. Okay, Wait, hold on. what? That skipped a bunch. Did it skip, or did I hear that yeah. whole line? Let's let's listen to that again. Without Krypton, Zod no longer has a purpose, and when a soldier has no for them to do, is fight until death. No, that false. Did it skip? Did it skip again for me? It did skip yeah, it, me it, for a little bit. For a word or the, two, yeah. the gist is that while well, he has no Krypton to defend anymore, and so when a soldier doesn't have a purpose, they just fight till the death. The fuck are you talking about? Which is that's right. insane. Yeah. Like, after World War II ended, it's like, the war's over, guys. They all just went insane and started <laughs> killing each other. <laughs> I don't they, think he... Uh, hot take here, I don't think he understands... He must have a terrible perception of what soldiers are. Must do. When the soldier has no purpose, they fight. You're like, what do you... what? <sighs> well, they go back and get jobs. Climax. <laughs> yeah, they... Yeah. Without Krypton, Zod no longer Have you heard of veterans before? Just... I want to, I don't know if the skip is a part of the video at this point or not, or if I just kept getting unlucky. A purpose, and when a soldier has no for them to do, is it fight. Just skipping there, yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's a, that's a built-in skip, because I was watching yeah. the seconds. Yeah. Oh, do you think okay. he, do you think he uh, cut out something? Maybe? <laughs> bad videos. All I can gather from this is when soldiers have no purpose, they fight. <laughs> like, I just... Oh, they fight oh. to the death. Yeah, that's what, he, that's what I heard. Okay. Right, Tyler, every Rambo. Death. These humans you've adopted, I will take them all from you one by one. And I'm gonna stop you. <laughs> <laughs> you better stop you from doing that. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, this this is so this is probably tying into the whole like Zod's Zod says uh, at one point like this this ends with one of you or me dying. Like Zod, so because Zod, Zod's a soldier without a, a war, he just wants to die now because he's got nothing to do. Which is just like, what the fuck did they do on Krypton when there was peace? Yeah. Uh, oh my god, the emotion. As a result of Zod's inner character drive being stolen from him, we get this ultimate finale. His inner character drive being stolen drive from him. Stolen you mean his soul? His soul, <laughs> yes. That's, that's I don't know about you guys, but I'm having such an emotional climax right now. Yeah, watching <laughs> Superman smash Dodd's face along the side of these buildings, <laughs> killing all of these more innocent people. It's really, I'm yeah. very emotionally distressed. We need to cut to Batman being like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Ellie <laughs> fight just a big bombastic battle for the Earth, but something much more intimately emotional. Intimately when... emotional? Oh my god. Stop it! Are you the kind of person who cries when you see Luke Skywalker? 
We're getting close to the end, folks. Man forcing another to kill his body the same way his soul has already died. No. Kill his body the same way his soul already died. Also, oh, if he's trying to stop Zod from to the right to kill those people, then why does he twist his neck to the right? Yeah, I guess the That's a good point, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on, I got, a, I got a phrase frame. That's, that's dumb, Superman. Now they died. They got lasered. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Such that's a like me. <laughs> <laughs> You've already destroyed my soul, man. That to be loosely resembles my I sad face. <laughs> <laughs> There you go, guys. <laughs> Made it perfectly clear. It's probably the same way you killed a soul. Oh. Now I get it. The emotional payoff. It's too much. <laughs> <laughs> the same way his soul has already died. Oh, sorry. It was the same way his soul already died. <laughs> that is so great. You must kill his body the uh, same way his soul already died. USA, defending man of steel with soul talk. AKA the closest the DCU has ever gotten to the finale of Civil War. <laughs> 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 So the truer that statement might be, the more pathetic the DCEU gets. <laughs> yeah. Good lord. Uh, Jesus Christ. Wow. This gives me hope that maybe one day we can get there. And the way to begin no. is to take Man of Steel. Imagine your bar is hopefully we can get back to Man of Steel. <laughs> oh, <laughs> That's just losing. Oh, jeez. Maybe one day we'll be shit. Hopefully we can make it back to shit. Maybe one day we can get back to shit instead of absolutely abysmal shit. Steel's purpose and use it. Explore your hero with one inner driving struggle. Test your hero with three external plot components and then yeah, weave you, all you that watch together with the villain. Got this. <laughs> oh, that's it? Oh, that's the end. Okay. Holy <laughs> shit, what an ending. Honor. Uh, uh, it's just over. Okay. That Jesus. video was rushed as fuck, wasn't it? <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. But it just came oh, out recently, yeah, didn't it? I could record the line again, but instead, just text that it. Is... Fucking wait, we so... got it. How did we get it? Just end it. It's over just... now. Can we, can we it's not like he again. rushed it to get it out when Men of Steel actually <clears throat> happened. He didn't he release he... this like this month? Maybe he it wants just... it ahead of Justice League. Maybe like his next one yeah. will be um Batman. I guess. All right, so. I just want to see. Listen to this end again. All three external plot components, and then weave all of that together with the villain. With the villain. Oh, he doesn't have, like the sound cue, like get to the appropriate point to cut it. It just, it really is like he just ended it. Like he accidentally hit the button and said, "Fuck it, good enough." He barely talks about. He barely talks about the woman he's devoted the thumbnail to. Well, uh, <laughs> I mean, well, there's nothing to talk about. I was gonna say, but his commentary on her is she's great because of the person she works for. Like, what matters so much about her is how much we know about Zod, apparently. Like, what he has to praise about her isn't even about her. Why is her knife Jesus. round at the end? 
I don't know. It doesn't look very effective, does it? <laughs> butter knife. A Krypton butter knife. Which is funny, because it's meant to look like a crazy cool knife, but it's not. It's a it's butter not knife. not even pointy, which all, is like a knife floompy. That is a floompy knife. That's for I sure. guess that would really hurt to get stabbed with, but... Yeah, I mean, she's you know. strong, right? So she's putting that in. Yeah. But like, on she Krypton, was... she wasn't strong, so that knife would have been worthless. That's so... That's <laughs> Maybe it was a better knife. It's a torture device. He just stabs people with it a lot. Imagine like a human was fighting an alien and they once met, they got like a butter knife and they're like, oh shit, I hope he doesn't realize this is for like butter. This is for stabbing people. Little did you know that we are butter aliens. Well, um, we did it. <sighs> perfection. <God>. Film perfection. <laughs> Steel is perfection man of steel is it's horrible i don't even know what to say nice to it's, know the it's really, really of, bad caliber of defenses for it um i guess what what it might even be bottom tier dceu at this point i suppose now so far, we're gonna have to like do a second efap for the next ones because we got we got a lot of super chests to get to and we're already at four and a half hours mm. my god Half hours time flies when you're having I okay, what were the other two again? Because there were two more, right? Well, they're just two other videos about how Man of Steel is actually great, though, right? <laughs> so, <Wow. laughs> um, yeah, the, the one from Twin Perfect is called Why You're Wrong About Man of Steel. Well, how long is that one? 36 is it addressed minutes? to the people? 37 minutes. Oh. Oh, oh wow! So that one's out. That what would be about a the chunk other one, of an efap to do that? There's no way we're getting that one done. This is 18 minutes, and it took us a while. Yeah, you can what say was it was next a while. Again? Uh, the <laughs> other one is 11 minutes. Oh, um, oh god, yeah. Do another one. We've got shit tons of messages to get to. We've already got a huge backlog. That's a fair point. Damn you, chat. Yeah. So um, yeah, we'll just we'll reconvene. You know the DC arc. Guys, it's gonna be a long it one. There's a lot of fruit on that tree. Oh yes. It needs a picking. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, Harvest time. Crap. Um, which means yeah, we'll 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 just start answering. We'll, it'll be fun to delve back into the beginning of this stream. All right. It's like two streams in one. Oh my god. See what wow, people what talked quality. about. Such rich content. No one likes a quittable. We're not stopping the stream. It's gonna be another fucking four <laughs> hours, more than likely. Yeah. You know how it goes, guys. You know how it goes. But um, I guess yeah. If if anybody wishes to jump out at this point, this would be possibly the time. Well, I'm 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 chilling. How I'm are you? So now. I am. Okay. Nerd. I might get some coffee, but yeah. Hey, Hi. All right. I'm also chilling. I'm gonna go fix me a drink, and I'll be right back. Very well. Hi. Yeah, actually, give me give me like ten or fifteen minutes, and then I'll be back. That's right, a long give... time for coffee. Mm. Hurry it up. Well, I'm also gonna do other tasks, but I'm not going anywhere. So what are you doing? Well, you gonna grow like going the coffee, raise it, nurture it? <laughs> what? Am I gonna <laughs> raise and nurture? Well, I didn't what? The coffee bean? You gonna plant it? And yeah, you're gonna... you know, I'm gonna. I'm, well, I gotta calm it down before I boil it. So you know, he's gonna you be stressed now. Otherwise, a coffee beans like a frog. You have to slowly turn the water. I almost said the water volume up. The water heat. <laughs> turn up the water volume. Well, as somebody mentioned, the coffee had its chance. <laughs> the coffee. <laughs> so.
Fringy has to fight emus to get his coffee. Yeah, like Ooh. I got I got coffee sitting, and every time I need to get coffee, I need to get a katana and um decapitate a very ferocious emu that's blocking my path. Damn. Um Makes but sense the emus the emus have been a bit preoccupied with their war with the cassowaries. It's um it's it's a stalemate at the moment, but the Battle of the Somme equivalent for emus and cassowaries is um you know, it's coming. We're all a little bit concerned about it. Um, I mean, I'm not concerned about it because I don't have to deal with that well, shit. Because you're very far away. That's right. It's not a problem. You have to. <laughs> if they learn how to fly or swim. If they <laughs> learn how to fly, it would be game over. Yeah. You imagine, <laughs> imagine like you living on the west coast of America. You wake up one morning and just see a bunch <laughs> of emus <laughs> flying in. <laughs> fly, my pretty <laughs> It's like getting machine guns to start gunning down people on like, what's Venice Beach? Well, that'd be that'd too. Be would, it be, would it be that bad? <sighs> or would it be more like Saving Private Ryan, but just the other way around? The people on the uh, the landing craft, the emus, the door, the door new airports, <laughs> just shooting them. Yeah. Come. The emu come. war too. The second great emu war. Hey, look, all right. It's um, it's it, it's 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 sooner or later. All right. What does that hey, mean? leave Pichu alone. Oh fuck, Pichu. She attacked me. Well, he. No, no but actually, yeah. All right, I'll Don't be you back. Call me you nerd. Yeah. Well, it's a fringy. Fringy has to filter the coffee through a didgeridoo. <laughs> <laughs> um. Alright, so the first one is poop. Nice. Uh, this Did film is true. Hello, Longoid, Moodle, Fringaloid, and Captain O, also Hyrax, who's a good boy. Hi. That's right. Hello. You are all the butt screeches for you. Ooh, boy. Oh, yeah. oh no, no, Blastoise. Ah. Um, did you see Chris Stuckman's Jehovah's Witness video? He revealed how much he was radicalized and the struggles he had. He also came out as pansexual. Alright. Okay. Um, yeah, I imagine. What was it? Jehovah's Witness. I don't. I don't know much about yeah. Jehovah's Witnesses, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I think no, that's some uh, yeah. Italians. The Italians. They they don't like Jehovah's Witnesses. Damn. Yeah, Do you think they don't Italian like people anyone. don't like Chris Stuckman? Do you think Italians watch Chris Stuckman's channel? Mm. Well, now that I mean. <laughs> I'm curious where your brain is going with this one. Uh, I, think my, I think my little joke got kind of swallowed up, so I'm trying to figure out how to reformat it back into a, a workable. I don't know. I don't know if I can. Damn. I think it was, I think it was a one and done thing, and I think it just got yeah. Imperial fist said, "I got your joke, rags." There you go. Thank you very much. I I thank you. Um, if you think. WV is bad. Can you please explain Friday Night Tights only used adaptation arguments and I'm really sick of hearing McComics, High Rags, and M. Hi. WV. WV? Yeah, it says if you think WV Wanda, is bad. WandaVision? Oh. So, why is WandaVision bad without using... I mean, Rags and I can't even use adaptation arguments to complain about that show, so... <laughs> um... My issues with WandaVision as it stands right now is almost everything outside of the reality show, well, the, the sitcom universe is pretty tizzy in that their sort of assessment and approach to this anomaly has been really embarrassing and slow. 
Then there's, like, the different tests they've been running. They seem to have, like, ignored a lot of basic, obvious shit and instead opted to just, um... Wait, what happens if I die in this? Oh, I'll just continue. Um, like, one of the first things they try is Guy should go underground because we don't know if the fucking thing applies underground. It's a really weird thing. Like, you could find that like, out. Heck. Yeah, you just dig a fucking hole and then you look and you put things through it and see what happens. It's so weird that they're just like... Go to the border and you take a shovel with you and you dig in the dirt and you see if it goes down. And it's only um, Rambo that's like, oh, you know, we need to make a, a, a vehicle that is comprised of these materials to be able to breathe. It's like, how have you figured this out yet? You wouldn't, you didn't try like drones and robots? Wow, what a idea that is. And then you have, have the, oh, I'm going to shoot your gun at my own clothes to prove it's careful. That whole scene was weird. Um, then there's the speaking to Scarlet Witch. They don't get her to address the captured 5,000 people. That just sort of slips the conversation. It's mentioned once and then it's not recovered. And she's like, stay out of my home, basically. I really don't like how a lot of it's handled. More on the subjective side, holy fuck is the is, is Kat Denning's voice annoying. Like, oh, Jesus Christ. nails on a chalkboard. Ugh. My yeah, God. Yeah, she's the most easily high-pitched voice ever. <clears throat> That's what it is. <laughs> it's, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> Fuck you, Spider- uh -huh. Fuck um, you, Spider-Man! <laughs> and so, there's more. We'll probably go over more of it when we do, um, once the last episode's out and we maybe do an EFAP, but, uh... Fortis. Yeah, as it stands, the more it goes on, the less confident I am in it. Unfortunately. Yeah. <sighs> oh, I actually got him. Nice. Nice, dude. Um, nice. Yeah. My favorite part of Man of Steel is how genocide is committed twice over because Superman, Zod, and the Kryptonians are all too stupid to live. Agreed! <laughs> yeah, they're all dumb and they don't just, like, have conversations with each other. They, they don't use their words, and it's one of my least favorite tropes, how characters just don't use words to communicate and mm -hmm. solve their issues easily and efficiently mm -hmm. in ways that work out for everybody. Really annoying. Very annoying. Uh, yeah. also has a video talking about how bad Green Lantern is, but he's just comparing it to Iron Man. Uh, okay. Okay. Fair enough. First ever super chat. Oh, well, well, thank you very much. Thanks for responding to my State of EFAP post from the subreddit. It gave me a deeper appreciation for YouTube content in general, and helped me remember why I come around in the first place. Also, hi, Rags. Oh! I'm... Uh, forgive me for not being able to remember exactly which one... I, that was the state. I'm, I'm hoping it was um, <laughs> positive. I don't fucking know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no problem. Maybe the one where you were ranting uh, that people think you're not doing any work or just doing it for the money. Oh. The last bigger one you did. That's the only one that would come to, come to mind in recent times. Um, I mean, it might be. This isn't. I mean, from what they've just said, I doubt they would. They would. I don't know. I just, I do not know. But whatever. They they liked the response. Um. Dude, um, were the, the, the yellow ma matrices, matrices, annoying to get for you as well? Matrixes? Matrixes. Um, the third one was annoying to get, yeah, if that's the yellow one. Yeah, right, yeah. yeah that's the third one. <clears throat> I'm, I'm fucking chopping down trees to make oh God. those organic thingies. Fires? <laughs> what? No, they're organic crystals. 
Yeah. I need to chop down trees and plants to make artificial ones, I guess. Uh, Green Lantern was the Iron Man of the DC movies, then it failed. I, 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 I only watched it the one time, that's probably gonna be a funny fat movies as well. The movie that Ryan Reynolds makes fun of publicly, which is pretty cool. Uh, <laughs> I've never seen that one. Yeah, I never saw it either. All I know is that it's very bad. I saw it once. Sup, dick splashes. Consider this my obligatory <laughs> super chat for the stream. Looking forward to it as always. Have a good evening, gents, and hi, Rago Boy. Hi there. Um, working on a DCEU critique, so this is perfect timing. Man of Steel and BVS are garbage that crippled the franchise. Can it really be considered crippling the franchise when that's all that there was? Like, well, I got it off to a really bad start, and so... Maybe they mean the DC franchise in general. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, Even it, then. So I guess your options for following them, do I try to pay close attention to those? And if I do, it'll probably be bad, or just do my own thing. And then I'm also mm. a hack, so that'll probably be bad too. Kind of like <laughs> what Patty Jenkins did, and then derided yeah. Joss Whedon for, which is weird. Yeah, that's a weird one for sure. Um, champed up, but the losers have to do the Movie Bob Challenge, champed up hard mode. No. <laughs> Metal almost died. I set a dangerous precedent, I'm sorry. Yeah. Hi, Rags. Calling this high prevention hotline reporting your stream. He's Wait, trying to kill us at McDonald's. Oh. <laughs> yeah. By the way, you're cutting out for me today, Rags. Like, oh. your voice gets drained. It's whenever someone else time. talks, it's the thing, it's doing the thing. Yeah. I don't know why it happens. I've, I'm trying yeah. to adjust settings and see why the fuck that is but it seems that whenever someone else is talking and i'm talking discord prioritizes everyone else instead of me mm. and i have no idea why yeah i just noticed that it happens for me to for me today that i can can't hear you sometimes mm -hmm. so now i will try to so I'll adjust some settings <clears throat> i don't know uh see if there's anything else i could do no I don't know. Yeah, I've just been... I don't know what other settings I could kind of adjust to check and see if that's the case. But... Yeah, I mean, if, if anyone knows about yeah, if this... Anyone... Help. <laughs> Basically. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like in EFAP movies and stuff, if I'm talking and someone else talks, then basically everything that I say just disappears. It could be the punchline of a joke, or it could be an observation, or it could be a question that's being asked. It could be anything. And it literally just like cuts me out. So if anyone knows how to fix that in Discord, send me a message because I really would like to know why that is. It's very annoying, and you lose content because of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh man, this kind of messed up. Oh no! Oh um, shit! I ran out of. Oh, and I have to fly all the way back to the end of the other sis. Oh fuck me! This sucks. Direct Mel. Yeah, I have like one moon that has Titanite stuff, and it's like super far away. Oh wait, I... oh, and this is the one that gives me interstellar logistics. Oh, fucking hell! Oh wow. Chase, no, he just refused to share why it happens. I don't think he knows. I think he's just desperately trying to give himself the like, like the aura of importance. 
who of the many hundreds of people that we've covered are you talking about? Chase. <laughs> Wait, Chase. Who, knows, who knows why that Discord is doing the thing? Because we brought it up with uh, when he was here too, and he said he knows why it's happening, but he won't explain why or how. Oh, he, I doubt he does. Yeah, yeah, I don't think he does. Either. I just think he <laughs> think that he knows because he wants to feel important. Oh, that's cute. Uh, Strikes is the farthest away. Is that true? It says regions in Europe. Uh, Springy's in Australia. Mm -hmm. Capital O Pinions is American. Headland. So, yeah. Someone said, try disabling quality of service packed priority. Let me see. User settings. Voice and video. Uh, da -da -da. Mine is disabled. So I'll turn it on. And we'll see if that fixes things. Because I don't know. I we, hope so. We will see. Yeah. Rag should check in Windows old sound settings and communication tab. Set it to do nothing. So I just deliberately talked over you, and I don't think it cut you off for me at least. Both of you speak at the same time. Go. All right. Uh, uh, we're honestly, I can't even quite tell. I think it's still happening. I can't quite tell. Boners because of his <laughs> milk. <laughs> boners with milk, that's the last thing I heard. Yeah. Well, um, I'll be able to tell in casual discussion probably easier than yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Um, so, uh, we got Hi Rags, Hi Mootle, Hi Frog Daddy G, Hi Other Person Whose Name I'm Not Sure Of, Hi E Fappers of Cambodia, Hello People with the Letter Q in Their Name, Hello Davy Jones, Yes I Do Fear Death, and Last But, and then it cuts off. Good talk. Well, hello. I'm sure I count in one of those. Oh, wow, I'm getting bullied. Uh, does Filmento try to act hip like the youngsters? I don't know what he's trying to do. <laughs> it's hard to understand, I don't know. It's a, it's a confusing... Because obviously it's, it's not the simplest thing to write a script when English isn't your native language, which I, I'm careful to say that because it might be for him and I'm being really mean, but uh, I'd assume not. And so, a lot of the things that he says sound really weird, so I, I, I think it's better to assume he's making mistakes rather than he's trying to sound hip, you know? I mean, uh, that's my take. someone said that in that, when we were all talking at once, that I have the highest priority. Could it be rags because you're at, like, the very far right? You're, like, the last one alphabetically? That sounds I don't think that's the... how I would do it. That sounds yeah, stupid, that... but, like, I don't know. That's all I can think of. Never underestimate the stupidity of uh, developed software. Yes. So I guess it could be alphabetical priorities, which is good for me, I guess. But... <laughs> and Aaron A. Aronson. He's probably having a good time. <clears throat> but maybe he doesn't have many friends, which would be unfortunate. Feels bad, man. Um, this just in. Metal has officially announced on Twitter that he killed the last mosquito. All traces of mosquito life forms are officially extinct. Yeah, you can thank me later. Uh, go follow me on twitch.tv. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, that's the guy that killed mosquito. the last mosquito. Yeah. I wonder what games he plays. I'm plans. gonna watch him play God of Boy. What Look, a... it's a hero. What a legend. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Oh, I, uh, I guess because on my mind, I was playing a game the other day. It was on Origin, and I had a buddy on my team, and his name was Rags, R-A-G-S. <laughs> That's the guy. He's why I can't name my profile in Origin Rags. I, I met him. I finally <laughs> met him. That's hilarious. I sent him a friend request because I'm going to try and see if he'd be willing to change his name so I can have it. <laughs> <laughs> I will pay you good money, and if you refuse to... I will announce that you had your chance and then genocide your people. Why the coinky dink? It is very weird looking at his name in game. <laughs> That's not me. Who are you, imposter? Um, how dare you criticize Anna's boyfriend's movie? True. Henry, Henry and her clearly in a, in a relationship, uh, but I don't blame him for the movie. I think he's he's just he's just great. You know, it's unfortunate if anything because. You know, he could probably make a really, really good Superman if he had someone who cared to write it. She and Jay Longbone are gonna have to fight over him, though. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. What if you inverted Rex? Uh, ooh. Yeah, I have to invert my settings. <laughs> um, wait, what did I fly you for? Alright, Titanite. Muller, if you had to erase Buffy or Lord of the Rings, which would you pick? Ooh. So one means more to me, but I know the other one means a lot to the world. So. so Lord of the Rings. <laughs> oh, I don't know about that, because I really do love Lord of the Rings. And I would be depriving a lot of people of some of their favorite content of all time. Oof. Wow. Just it goes on to say if you erase Buffy, it'll be remade by the Batwoman creators. If you erase Lord of the Rings, it'll be remade by Ryan Johnson. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you so cruel? <laughs> I would rather watch uh, Batwoman creators do Buffy than yeah. Ryan Johnson do Lord of the Rings. That would be hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to have to vote to erase Buffy. It would be Buffy. less spiteful than the Ryan Johnson Lord of the Rings. Yeah, he'll just, like, make everyone shit. What if uh, Frodo to just give up, like, <laughs> from the get-go? Like, no. But do I even want to save Middle-earth, Sam? Of course you do, Mr. Middle Earth is shit. Probably. <laughs> uh, Middle Earth is shithole. Check out Solid Man on Amazon, the second in the Starfight series. Can Robot Father teach Boy how to do good before Robot Fiend stops him? Solid Man. <laughs> Solid Man. <laughs> that sounds hilarious. Uh, yeah, but I hope it's good, I guess. I uh, Alright, the organic flumes. Blessed be Dawn. I kept seeing this Man of Steel video every time I opened YouTube and wondered if it would be on your radars. Nice snap and dice, lads. Yeah, it was a surprise to us. He uh, he timed it perfectly. We just, you know, set up to be like, this time for a Man of Steel EFAP. Then he was like, hey, Man of Steel video? It's perfect? It's like, oh. If you say so. Salutations, Lord Longbone of Mewplington Abbey, and hello, Wagsies. Oh, hi. My own doggo is turning 10 this weekend. She's named Sunny after the Beatles song and earns the name. Can I get a happy birthday and some squishes for a very good girl? Happy oh, birthday, happy Sunny. Absolutely. Yeah, sure. Uh, is it an easier way to do this? It's stupid. Yes, happy birthday, Sunny. This was um, on the on the, uh, the gaming one we did last night, right? Oh, you recognize Oh, yeah. It, that, that, that sounds familiar. You're correct. Mm. Why are we still talking about Man of Steel? Tonal just dropped an hour, 20-minute critique of Cyberpunk 2077. Good day, Rags. I saw that. Good day. 
I'm sure he tied it a new long haul. That's what they say. I haven't watched it completely yet, though. Mostly because I haven't played Cyberpunk, so I actually know idea what's happening. I'm uh, not a true Cyberpunk fan. I'm not, you're correct. <laughs> I killed him. I'll admit it. Hot take right there, boys. Stop. No offense, no. everyone. I'll say it again. <laughs> Go, Goldeen. Legendary Pokemon. Plorcomorns. Wow, what a way to go. Um, Zack Snyder movies are just as terrible as J.J. Abrams. Why does he constantly get a pass from fans? <laughs> you got me. <laughs> <laughs> the writing is about as horrible. I just, but, yeah. Uh, what do you mean by blunt when criticizing things? Um... I, I guess it just refers... Too obvious and unclever, generally, is probably how we use it. Like if a villain just... Like if a bunch of people are on a beach talking to each other, and they all just spill out all of their motivations to one another, just just right there, just blatantly, boom, there it is, mm. and there's nothing clever or interesting about it. It's just, boom, this is everything you need to know about me as a character. That's very Fuck blunt. Me. Killed myself twice now. Um... I'm assuming they're referring to when delivering criticism bluntly is just like yeah you just don't you don't dress it up at all you just yeah oh yeah in that case yeah it's it's very just there it is yep which when you're delivering criticism is often very useful so yeah so no because you don't want to yeah you you don't want to be confusing and you don't want to use metaphors and parables you just want to this is you don't what I mean. say everything is inverted yeah. <laughs> Like I feel like the the symbolism in Batman versus Superman with the upside down painting, I feel like that's blunt. It's just like, oh yeah, I get what you're trying to do. Yep, I get it. Mm -hmm. Overt, if you will. Yeah, not especially clever. No. <laughs> no. 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 Um, this just says a video essay. Yes. Nice. Indeed. You guys gonna cover slash watch the Snyder Cut? Oh yes. No. To be honest, with the way this is going, it's gonna line up pretty perfectly too. Like everything seems to be going well. This will be a very long Snyder arc, or at least in comparison to our other arcs. I saw some one of the future um, super chats says like, "What happened to the prequel arcs? Like we will return to it one day. We didn't quite get to Revenge of the Sith, but one day." Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll get to it. Oh, yeah. Don't worry. We are always ready to go back and talk about Star Wars. God forbid. Yeah, Star Wars. Oh, Star Wars. That's full of wars. soldiers. And what did they all do when the war ended? They went crazy. They went crazy and killed. <laughs> they went planet by planet, destroying populace. It's like, okay. I mean, that's what soldiers do. Yeah. That's yeah. a shame. Um, Spirited Away is overrated. Prove me wrong. No, I, I liked it. That's all I remember. I have not seen it. Same. Spirited Away was was neat from memory, but perhaps it is floompy. Chat, you <gasps> decide. Oh How's my death? god! I remember liking it, but that's all I remember. Um, I'm sorry to hear you're on the spectrum, Mola. I didn't know that being a Dumbo <laughs> puts you in that category. <laughs> <laughs> being a dumbo. Well, um, you know what? We love him anyway. Mm -hmm. Tis, tism and all. That's the um. The, the term is dumbo capable. I think. It was, yeah, it was... just because he has to, just because he has to wear a helmet when he walks downstairs doesn't mean he can't tell you why TLJ is shit. It's all good. Yep. <laughs> Fuck me, Gannon. Stop. 
Stop it, Ganondorf. Stop it. Ganondorf, stop. Enough. Enough. Oh shit, he actually just straight up killed me. I'm not even gonna think I'm gonna reset. Fuck you. Stop ringing. Uh, but yeah, that was to do with Jay's tweet. It was like a, a paragraph that opens with like, um, I'm convinced that if you're an online personality, you have to be like a fucked up person. And the references <laughs> oh, were that, um... I mean, I know that already, but, yeah. Well, the references for me and Rags were, Rags is a furry and I'm autistic. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, I might be autistic, but at least I'm not a furry. <laughs> I think well, the funny part about my one was like, I'm pretty sure he's on the spectrum. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I wonder what that makes metal and fringy in me. Oh, I never get mentioned. I'll never figure that. I'll never get answers. And I think in that in that paragraph, it was something like the only two normal ones are ER and. Drinker, which is critical drinker and ER choice. are normal ones. The Nazi and the alcoholic. Ah, yes, the two normal ones. Yeah. Um, anyways, you should play DDLC. Oh, one day, perhaps. Maybe one day. Who knows? Perhaps. Uh, just want to say, love the work you guys do. Been watching since '36, and you've all helped me to think more critically about media. Hi, Rags. Hi. It's um, yeah, it's good news. Yeah, Being critical is good. Yes, we should always all be critical of everything ever, including <laughs> donuts. Do? How did weeaboos nice. become a thing? Also, high ranks. Hi. <laughs> um, I don't know. I guess I guess a bunch of loser virgins needed to. Uh, they just gravitate towards anime for some reason, because it's I don't know because it's so shit. I don't know. <laughs> There's maybe maybe the folks. maybe the 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 juvenile appeal of so much of it just they just love it for some reason it's it's tryhardy cringy attempts at coolness inspire they just click within a certain kind of brain I I don't know I I'm just pure conjecture at this mm. point pure <laughs> well, so conjecture those are just some just, random just thoughts spitballing about it, yeah, here yeah. just spitballing here so who knows. That Curious Pokeball didn't belong though. to you. Oh, I can't. Yet your eggs gravitates to Barbie. <clears throat> so, one of the things you need to understand is that <laughs> my knowledge of Barbie is because I was around it constantly. So, you just you absorb it. Like, I know The Lion King 2, Simba's Pride. I know a lot about that movie because I was around it playing so much. I know a lot about... I know the JJ the Jet Plane theme song by heart, right? Because <laughs> you hear it enough fucking times, Let us hear it. and it gets Let us hear burned it, in your memory. I don't, I don't have to prove anything to you. The point no, is, you when you're to, like when like when you're the when you're the oldest of four, you just it's like being a parent in a way. When you're constantly around younger siblings, all of the stuff they watch. You can't escape from oftentimes. It's <laughs> mm -hmm. just always yeah. happening around you. So that's why I know a lot of the Barbie movies. <laughs> it's not that I went out of my way to be like, fuck yeah, we're watching Barbie. Liar. Barbie and the Nutcracker, boys. Fairytopia. That was ages ago. I totally lost. No. <laughs> Rex has been brainwashed by JJ the Jet Plane. Yeah, no, damn, that <laughs> JJ, the J JJ the Jet Plane's creepy. 
Oh. When they came up with that show, because like the, they can't do anything. They're just planes with faces on them. It's kind of yeah. like um, Thomas That's the Tank terrifying. Engine. Yeah, they're just trains with faces on them. They don't have arms or legs to manipulate the environment. Anything, like, like in JJ the Jet Plane, go on YouTube and watch the clips of it. Whenever they need to do anything, like there's an episode where they go camping, right? And <laughs> I, I know, it's fucking nuts. And they're one of the one of the planes. Uh, it's, I, I, it's not Oscar. It's it's what it's like the young plane with the big fucked up nose. He's afraid of the dark and stuff, but he can't like do anything. You can't, it, like like they, they they have a fire in front of them when the scene is started, but you don't see him making the fire because they don't have arms. They can't make the fire, so it's just like. The fire's just there when it needs to be. Whenever they need to do anything, it either cuts away or they leave the scene and it's implied that they do it off screen somehow. It's, I don't know why they make characters who just can't do things. Rant over, I guess. I don't Nightmare. know. <laughs> Nightmare fuel, <laughs> clearly. I imagine that it would be pretty terrifying to be a, um, to be, you know, like a, 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 a sentient steam engine? You're an, yeah. An engine, like, you have no arms, you have no legs, you can only move along these predefined tracks. Sounds like more of a story arc than uh, than Man of Steel. The story about Thomas the Tank Engine coming to grips <laughs> with his reality. Sprouting yeah, some legs. I don't think I'd be able to handle it, you know? I really I hope Thomas that makes it out. Who's the... oh, God, who is that little fucker? I think his name is... Ugh. Oh, 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 one thing. The person who voiced JJ, the titular JJ of JJ the motherfucking jet plane, Debbie Derryberry. She voices Jimmy Neutron. <laughs> oh, right. now somebody just mentioned something that I briefly read that might be... So Warner Brothers patented the uh, Nemesis system from Shadow of War. They what? The Middle Earth game. They patented it, the system... They they own the, the the system itself. Okay. Of I don't know emergent enemies with personalities that you have to fight. That is quite concerning to me. <clears throat> like patenting. Could you imagine if Nintendo patented platforming or something? Sure. Yeah, because generally like... you you I thought you weren't allowed to patent game patent mechanics. Ideas. Well, yeah. yeah surely you could make something similar, but argue it's not the same, and therefore you're okay or whatever. Maybe. Let me let me see. Uh, yeah, because maybe it maybe it isn't as bad as um as it as it sounds. So this is the multiple attempts to patent it, but the U.S. Patent Office issued a released an issue notice stating that the patent would go into effect on the twenty third. They have the option to patent through twenty thirty five, provided they keep up with the fees. The patent followed the Nemesis as Nemesis characters, Nemesis forts, social vendettas, and followers in computer games codifies the nemesis system and the sum of its parts as property of warner brothers um so the short version is that the patent covers a system featuring procedurally generated npcs that exist in a hierarchy and interact with and will remember the actions of players have their appearance behavior altered by players and whose place in that hierarchy can change and affect the position of other higher uh, npcs uh oh boy that actually sounds quite vague Hmm. Hmm. So I guess you can't have the Nemesis system in your games anymore? 
their rags goes against stirring up the hornet's nest being extremely hyperbolic. No, JJ is weird. <laughs> I don't know if that's what you're referring to, but JJ and Thomas are fucking weird. They're just they're they're vehicles with faces. At least with um like if at least with um what Bob the Builder, right? And Handy Manny. Like I feel like the tools that he uses in his construction equipment are more like they can they're they're more they can do things. Like the whole point of a like a like a backhoe or uh or, or one of like a, a, a steamroller. The steam I remember the steamroller being some retarded one. But at least they could sort of do things. They could impact their environment around them in some way. Like they could construct and build. Like one of them could dig holes, therefore implying that it can place the dirt in other places. But and, and the tools can do things as well. Like even if they're being used to do other things, there's some kind of I don't know. I don't know. It just seems different when it's when it's like a plane, you know, or a train. I'd rather be a plane than a train, of course. At least I'd have the freedom to fly around places and see the world. With a train, it's like, well, if the track ain't there, then I ain't going there. So I have a list of JJ the Jet Plane characters. Was it Snuffy? It was Snuffy, <laughs> yes. It is Snuffy. <laughs> but the Snuffy propeller was, nose? Snuffy was fucking... Yeah, he had the propeller nose. He, he looked fucked up. The others had, like, <laughs> human faces. He was like a dog. <laughs> wow, what are you going against dogs? No, he was. it was just odd that all of the other planes, like Big Jake and Oscar and JJ and Tracy and all that shit... Because I know their fucking names. <laughs> They're all people. They're clearly human faces. Except for Herky. Snuffy. Oh, I ain't, we ain't forgetting, right? <laughs> but Snuffy has this fucked up, like, weird <laughs> pinky muzzle sort of thing. It's really strange what his face is. And I don't know why... The, well, I don't know what the creative decision was in, like making that his face i i don't know Slumpy was fucked up like he was an animal like he looked like a rat because he had buck teeth he looked like a rat <laughs> Here, let me let me put let me get a picture of him and i'll post it for you because i remember i'm looking like oh my god i'm so right he looks like a rat let me, uh, uh, you're just being hyperbolic no i'm not let me here's a picture of him <laughs> Here's a picture of him. You don't understand how much this. He matters. looks like he looks like a fucking rat. Oh my god. Ew. <laughs> it's disgusting. I'm just saying, name the lie. There is a rat element there. I agree. Oh, no, I just love that chat was like rags being hyperbolic again, and he went back to <laughs> Okay, rag. Okay, someone said Carl says rags knows a lot about the lore of a show he claims to hate. Welcome to EFAP. <laughs> what the we fuck? We know a you, lot yeah. about the things we hate. Have you heard of <laughs> that's, Star Wars? That's, that's what we advocate for. Like you should know what you're fucking talking about. <laughs> I hate Mandalorian. I hate the boys. I hate all sorts of things, and I know about them. Nice. Hey, JJ, the jet plane. <laughs> you might even say the hatred comes from knowing about it. How can you hate it if you don't know about it? Well, that's called prejudice. Um, so if you guys remember the incredible quote from uh, Spy Kids 2 from Steve Buscemi, uh, you think God stays in heaven because he's too afraid of what he created here on Earth. Fucking... Is that from Spy Kids? Is that where that quote originates? <laughs> yes. Oh my goodness wow. gracious. That's pretty edgy for Spy Kids. Hence why 
we need to uh, we need to watch the Spy Kids movies, you know? Because a lot of people are like, oh, they're childish. It's like, no. They have deep thought. They talk remember, about um, things. When Spy Kids 3D came out, I was so impressed. But I, I don't know why. why. I feel like if I watched it now, I don't know. I just was like, wow, look at this. He's like reaching out of the screen and grabbing things. I How just, cool is that? I remember Frodo being player one or whatever. I, I can't remember. The one, is it? Something like that. He just gets killed straight away. Funny. So anyway. <laughs> Zod incited the erection, the steel erection. Oh, yeah. Oh my goodness gracious, man of steel erection. Mm -hmm. Wait, he stole the erection? He, he needs did. some Kryptonian, not Viagra, whatever that. He needs the. He needs inverted Viagra. Inverted Viagra, oh. yeah. <laughs> Maybe those kids should have drowned. With great power comes great manslaughter. <laughs> yeah. Makes That's sense. A good lesson to learn. Amal on rags. Hello. Writing question Hi. for you. When is it a good time to have an exposition scene? Because most people have a more negative view of it. Uh, um, it's kind of a complicated one, isn't it? So, I guess, generally, and I use this very usely, uh, usely, loosely, um, get it all out of the way at the beginning. Um, um, yeah. I, for the most I'm part. Kind of different. I think that uh, basically just have exposition whenever it is absolutely necessary that people understand what's happening for the story to continue. Pace it out well, try and achieve more than just try the exposition do, at yes. the time, and as long as yeah, it's that's... before the event that you needed it to understand. Yeah, that, I, that's, that's the most important thing. Try to like couch it in something else. So I forget who it was, but someone did a video talking the opening scene of The Social Network and how it sort of couches a ton of exposition in a scene with a lot of conflict between two characters. And because you're focused on the conflict, you're not as focused on the fact that they're dumping a lot of exposition. Like, it feels natural because the characters are talking the way they would naturally, but you're not, it's not only accomplishing exposition, it's also accomplishing character conflict. You know what I mean? If so like, see if you can- Exposition at the same time, then- It's yeah, like infotainment, just... that's too tainment, not enough info. Yeah. You agree with me. You agree with me. <laughs> I guess, when you uh, when you're It's like a like a, if like you're trying to teach like um Samus like one. like a kid song about like nuclear fission, right? <laughs> right? You have all these characters and add and they're dressed up in atomic parts and I am the water molecule and I am the neutron and I'm the fucked up guy at Chernobyl and they they go out and they <laughs> they dance around and they they have the songs and they sing and there's a lot of CGI. And they're singing about stuff, but like kids are dumb and they're going to focus on the dancing and the singing and the special effects. And they're not going to be thinking about, oh, yeah, of course, when you knock the electrons off of itself, it, it, it creates the best of the They're not going to get all the science stuff. They're going to walk away thinking, haha, that sure was a funny proton. The, but sometimes you can do it right. That's why we all know that. Um, I don't know. Um, what's something we all know that the powerhouse the, of the cell. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> that one thing is the powerhouse. Mitochondria. That's the one. Mitochondria is the powerhouse of the cell. Boom. There what? you go. So, so back to the initial question. So. All oh, right. Something that definitely. <laughs> no, you. Are, yeah. Uh, so one thing that definitely comes up for a lot of people with exposition scenes, they don't have problem with exposition in itself. They have a problem, especially when the exposition is not spoken like it's not what the characters would naturally be saying to each other so it's like the characters would already know this so they feel the need to explain it that it's just for the audience's sake people don't like that 
Or like in Prometheus, where they're only told about their mission once they're at the planet. It's like, they should know this beforehand. This doesn't make it's, a lot of sense. Yeah. Or like in the time. last episode of WandaVision, there's some very, very important, obvious information that we are just now yes. learning for some reason that cannot be explained. Yeah. Because they um, want the audience well, to think, know it now is why. I think like uh, the general idea, I think if you root it down to, so what is the goal that the writer has when they're telling a story and i think the fundamental thing is you want to convince somebody that this story is real in a certain sense you want them to be able to suspend their disbelief and and believe that this is something that either did happen or could actually happen somewhere um and the best way to do that is to avoid as much as possible anything that reminds somebody that what they're watching has been constructed by somebody and the best way to do that is to do exposition that is very overt that communicates information that, yeah, as as Capital said, like that they sh either should know already, or if they didn't know, it wouldn't be like. I think I think the clearest example is imagine that there was a conversation like, "Hey, remember September eleventh, two thousand and one? No, what was September eleventh, two thousand and one? So <laughs> September eleventh, two thousand and one was when two Boeing, you know, seven thirty seven planes. Oh, for reference, a plane is an um is an, is a vehicle that can fly in the sky." Um, oh, and also, it was in New York City, established in whatever year it was established, in the country known as the United States of America, situated on the North American continent, on Earth, you know, like... Yeah. Oh, like, so, oh, all right, so guys, that. Earth is like a planet, and oh, we gotta go, <laughs> yeah. we gotta go way back. Right, and, and again, <laughs> it's the whole idea that if the characters existed in this universe, things that are just known, or things that are, like, major events, would never be discussed in the context of, like, as if nobody knows what they are. That's yeah. that's one example of many um, of things of, that people wouldn't explain. Yeah, avoid having characters tell other characters things that they obviously know, like they're an yeah. idiot. Or that they obviously should know. Yes, avoid that. Um, and what I, like, my first suggestion was, like, if you're gonna go one way or the other in a weird sort of sense, if you're gonna, like at the beginning, right? People sit down, they put the movie on, they've clicked it, they're ready. I think, and a lot of people, when the movie first starts, they're still in, I'm watching the movie mode. Take advantage of that and get the meta stuff out of the way. Have the title crawl at the beginning. Don't have the title I, crawl in, like, the middle of the film. I, when don't, I don't think I even need that, personally. That, that kind of feels... You don't need it. Like no, the, you don't need it. The but they're just asking how to really? use it. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, yeah. they're asking about how to use exposition. It's like, a lot of the times that, that Star Wars, it's very iconic now, and it's a very useful tool. It is... It's a way to establish information about a universe that's unquestionably true because it's out-of-universe commentary on the universe, in a way. It can't yeah. be an unreliable narrator. It's just, it's, yeah. it's, it's meta, right? It's just information about the world that you need to know going in. You can establish, like Star Wars does this with the title crawl, orchestral theme plays. Um, it takes place in space, and then the words fade, and then planet or ships and you're right there you know a very smooth transition into the universe from the quote-unquote out of universe text crawl um that's one way to do it and it can it be depends on the kind of story, story would, you're writing advocate against title crawls and, and yeah it's from the beginning i think that they're an inelegant way of doing something that you can achieve through just good writing yeah it's that's very on the nose true. it's not a there's nothing subtle about it so if you're gonna go that route, maybe it's best to just own it. 
So another thing uh, to think yeah. about is like, is is your story the kind of story where Shadow makes sense for characters to explain things to, or is your story more like uh, the original Alien, where everyone there already knows the mission they're on and wouldn't feel the need to talk about it in those terms to each other? In so which why case... are we going to the base on Mars again? He's like, <laughs> you know how to do this, Carl. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. So you don't want to do that. So what? I, I, another thing I would say is that exposition isn't bad in and of itself, as we've already discussed. But if you can craft scenarios where the audience can discover things for themselves without being told explicitly, you should do that. Because this is, people this will might... be more invested when they are piecing things together themselves versus when you're explaining everything they need to know to them and they don't need to have any actual discovery for themselves. It's not necessary. Like, you can have scenes where characters explain things you know but if if the audience is invested and they're they're piecing things together like in the original alien they're on a mining mission to another planet they're on their way back you know there's certain dynamics between the different characters in terms of who's in charge and who isn't that stuff is never said incredibly explicitly you just kind of piece it together from their behaviors so as much as possible Try to make it so the audience can piece it together without you saying it to them directly. This is why POV characters are very common. Yeah, they are very, very common. common. I, kind of wish, I kind of sometimes wish there were less of them. To be like, with if you. if Harry Potter had spent his whole life in the Wizarding World, J.K. would be fucked. Well, I, no, but she could. She could probably do it. It would just take Maybe. more. I don't know. I, I feel like um I because I you always hear people say this like we need a character who's the grounding element and it's like there probably is a truth to that in a pragmatic sense but I do kind of wish that there were more stories that didn't uh have POV characters as the you know like a, a main character who's totally unaware of any of these things. Yeah, I like, when he said you can have an alien just acting in rational, reasonable ways. Yeah, of course. Wait, what, uh, when he said that she'd be fucked, I assumed he was referring to her inabilities as a writer in the first place. I don't know. <laughs> That's how I took yeah, it. Oh. I mean, the story. If, I think the story would have to. I think it would be radically different with how they explain things. Probably because if everybody, if you assume that everybody, well, knows, we could still. We don't need Harry Potter to watch lessons unfold, right? Um. Does Luke school. count as a POV? Oh yeah, absolutely. Like Luke is a very clear example of a POV character. Um, because he lives on a desert planet, he's not super exposed, he's aware of things going on in the world, but he's not a participant in them until, you know, he gets involved. Like, Luke is a very clear example of a POV character. Yeah. Um, another example Han would be- Han Solo explains reason... hyperdrive to Luke Skywalker. Yeah, exactly. And, like, Obi-Wan explains Jedi and all that, and, like, Leia kind of explains the conflict. And you can see it in, uh, like, in Mass Effect, like, Shepard is- there's a reason why he's a human because I think that they believe that it would be easier for you to um, get into the world and understand everything that's happening if you play as a human rather than like a Turian and then get dropped immediately into that culture. The humans are, are the newest race to the... Yeah, exactly. But the question is, what do you lose from that? You could probably do something really cool with a story that's from a Turian POV that drops you straight into it. Yeah, That's it's, why it's... I kind of wish that it was done less because I think you can miss out in like speculative fiction if you had like the main character is an orc or the main character is like an elf or something or the main character is an alien um yeah unfortunately if you have humans like this happens a lot in sci-fi and fantasy but the protagonist or the main group or the most popular race or whatever they're humans 
and a lot yeah. of the times it's just basic bitch humanity um mm -hmm. and there's no super interesting alien culture that you're in there's no we like what are the what are the orc people like what is living with them what is the dragon people doing what is the you know elf people you know all these other interesting no you're just like visiting them yeah as your totally normie normie fantasy human people then you're like oh okay well that's hmm. fun yeah um not a huge i just wish that there were more stories that were willing to do it with um different types of characters I suppose, oh, and also on this, I guess the rules would be different depending on whether you're writing a book. Because when you're writing a book, you might be able to get away with things through narration that you can't get away with in a film. But at the same time, there's things that you can do in a film that um, won't call attention to themselves quite as much as they would in a book. Yeah, that's true. So I would, I would say if, like, the shortest possible rule of thumb for exposition scenes is that see if you can accomplish more than just exposition in the scene. You know, see if we can learn something about the characters, see if we can have a bit of conflict between different characters. You know, see if you can accomplish more than one thing. Because if there's more than one thing happening, then it's not just an exposition dump. A huge yeah, as, portion as of as what you know as a human is just by observing it happen around you without anyone explaining it to you. Mm -hmm. And you just pick it up. So, you know, take advantage of that. Sure. That's how you learned a lot of things. Yes, you, Jeffrey. You. Whoa. Fucking Jekyll Jeff. Jeffrey out there is like, whoa. Idiot. You, Jeffrey. Pop out now. I'm getting quite sleepy. Well, goodbye, bad look. Yo, no, stop it. That's disgusting. But also sensual. Very nice. Uh... Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm gonna go sleep in the mouse. So you guys have the fun in the flumes and the stuff. Um, Okie dokie. I'll catch you all later. Congrats oh, on being thirty. Yeah. yeah, thanks for reminding me. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> all right, see ya. Bye. Have any of you seen Media Zealot's video on Immortan Joe from Mad Max? Was too stupid to win. My brother and I were losing our minds. Might be good coverage. Immortan Joe was too stupid to win. Um, so I, I guess in the um, in the show he makes so many stu for everyone. That's it, he's the antagonist from uh, Mad Max Fury Road. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I've only seen it the one time. I'd have to watch it again. I mean, I used to maybe. really like it. Then I watched Yar's video on it. And I was like, oh, the writing's not very good. Um, so maybe an argument could be made that he's too stupid to win. I'd have to rewatch it sure. again. You know. Yeah, it has it's to be definitely a fun spectacle movie. I don't yeah. know if it. Oh much, yeah, but... I I wouldn't be surprised at all if it doesn't hold up. But I can appreciate it, and it's fun to watch. But yeah, you know, so this is Wonder Woman eighty four. So. Release the Stuckman <laughs> cut. Did Stuckman do a cut of something? Oh no. Uh, gotta go to work. I'll be enjoying you masses later. Ooh. Ooh, my goodness. Um, never got the anger toward Jonathan saying maybe to Clark. I always took it as a conflicted thing. Doesn't want Clark to be taken away, but knows he was right to save the bus. So instead of saying drown the fuckers, he said, I don't know. Yeah, I think that's bad. Yeah, that's horrific. That's bad. bad. It's an obvious choice. Guys. The conflict uh, exists, but it's not really much of a conflict rather than a 
you have to accept that these are the consequences and we need to do something about that. And then if, yeah. if Clark was like, you mean I shouldn't save people? You should be like, no, 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 no. Yes, you should definitely save people. Jesus, no. That's but not... maybe there's a way of going about it that doesn't reveal your identity. He doesn't say that. He says, so I should have let them drown? He goes, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. No, no maybe. No maybe. <laughs> no. <laughs> I can totally see why many people had an issue with that fucking line. Yeah. yeah. It's like, maybe you shouldn't have. It's like, maybe you're a fucking prick. <laughs> maybe you know, maybe the dad. reason that that uh, Clark hates humanity so much is because he was raised by incredibly misanthropic parents. <laughs> yep. That's why we, well, that's remember, we talk about. in yeah. Batman v Superman, Martha says, you don't owe this world a thing. <laughs> exactly. Like, exactly. I don't think his parents like humanity very much, which is strange because they are humans, but mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> what do I, mean, I know? In the original Superman... Which we should rewatch now that we've seen um, the Man, Man of Steel, Steel and Batman vs Superman. Um, the the Kents are good people. They're they're good parents to uh, Clark, so that explains a lot of why he is a very good person as an adult because his parents were very good. Them children of um, sponges. Yeah, they soaked up all that that juicy goodness from the Kents. Uh, yeah. yeah, I I would really like to watch a good super Superman movie now. That sounds delightful and refreshing. So I watch more plane on this map. I'm sure that there was a time when I thought that that water was so realistic looking. Uh. It ain't now. <laughs> What's the best Superman movie? Thingy? I, I you're a you're a Superman fan, right? The first one. Oh, I'm not. I'm not a big fan of Superman personally. My favorite's the 1984. I find it kind of boring. Oh, I thought you. Okay, you're just. Uh, a oh, comics. yeah. In the EFAP, okay. I was trying to trying to, you know, root for him a little bit. But generally, I find Superman way less interesting than say Batman. Like. Oh, okay. You know, so the first like Superman movie, the. Yeah. Okay. I I said 84. Yeah, I meant 78. Seven. Yeah. It's Superman. The 1978 Superman the movie. I've never seen that one. I'll check it out. Um. His drive is to destroy the lives of truck drivers. Seems to be, yeah. Yeah. Big to that. Um, will you buy M-E-L-E? -E? Mass Effect Legendary Edition? Oh. Um, uh, um, probably not. I, I would be interested to get a, uh, a, a whole thing of it in one that's... Uh, well, I guess I'll need to check that it's good. In the same way that if someone was like, should I play Resident Evil 4 Remastered if it's the first, you know, Resident Evil? I'd be like, ooh. They're like censoring shit in it, and I'm like, fuck off. What are they censoring? There's, the there's butt shots. Yeah, they're, the they're censoring a lot of the, the Miranda's butt shots. Oh, man. When the whole, like, point of her character is that she's, like, a basically a creation of her father's to be extremely attractive. Uh, and beautiful, like a perfect, you know, a perfect daughter. So Julie super Poppin and, and Zelda, uh, Peach, okay, Peach just killed herself. Cool. <laughs> Let me see if I can find it. It was, because they, cause they, fuck all about actually making an ending that's even approaching good. Um, let me see if I can find it. Scroll up. Um, I do... Let's see here. They they fixed Shepherd manspreading. Oh, good. And they are going to make changes to where we will see Miranda's butt less. 
which well, are part of her character traits and her backstory and that the she's not a bad character either but um yeah uh my male shepherd's man spreading and we gotta change that but the ending is gonna be the same so mm. hey here's here's the newest controversy all right what what's controversy take a look oh is there too many white women winning awards well they're all women nominated <laughs> Yeah, but Wait, there, are there any many... dudes? No, Rags, that doesn't matter. Well, it's no, the fact no, no, that they're non-white. Is... They're, they're, white. they're all... It doesn't matter that they're women. Women? Oh. Really? <laughs> might have, might the angle even... might Now, here's... It, is, might the angle even be more so that, like, they're all blonde as well? Well, not all of them, but almost all A of them. A large amount of them yeah. are. Holy shit, I didn't even notice that at first. <laughs> yeah, I just noticed like... they were all women. Well, I think the whole idea sexist. is that these are the women who've been nominated for something. But um, this is the Golden Globes, and I thought we all agreed that they weren't particularly important. Yes, but no, we need to make not. sure that we understand how racist they are. Yeah, I can laugh at yeah. them, though. Yeah. I hope um, that the best actress wins. I hope that the best actress wins, but yeah. <laughs> so that, that Ricky Gervais line where he's like, you know, the Golden Globes is like the Oscars, except without all that prestige. <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, I, I'm pretty sure the Simpsons have made lots of jokes about the Golden Globes being worth fuck all. Or, um, oh, I think they did one for the Grammys. <laughs> like, oh, this is a Grammy. <laughs> and then tosses it at Homer's head. Oh, the Grammys fucking suck. Um, the Grammys might be worse than the Oscars, actually, but I don't know. Maybe that's just me. Um, um also, empathy greater than sympathy. All right. If you say so. You massive spent hours on trash like Amnesia and Cyberpunk 2077, but still refused to play Outer Wilds. For shame. Just a masterpiece and y'all are missing out. Hey, one of these days, I'm... Right. Yeah, I'm not getting into any new games right now. But maybe afterwards, once I get mm -hmm. this project cleared and I can, like, get into a new game, I might. I'm currently on episode 52, and they got a frog and and like a, like a blowing smoke thing. <gasps> um, I will catch up and listen live one day. I don't want to listen live without being up to date on the lore. Don bless you. Hi, Rags. Oh, hello. Well, yeah. The journey ahead of you. Good luck. The S stands for soap. That's why he got in the bathtub in BVS. It all fits together. Batman versus soap. Let's see it all now. <laughs> Is he a very dirty boy? And Alfred's trying to make him take a bath. Uh, Get in the bat tub. You can't make me. <laughs> the bat tub. He brought the soap to the us. The bat soap. <laughs> There's even a one percent chance to run a bath. We have to treat it as <laughs> absolute certainty. <laughs> the hesitations. Uh, that's good stuff. Uh, give the child back his chromosome. Oh. I'm not even sure what that's referencing. Did they steal Clark's chromosomes in the movie? It's horrible. Yeah, why would you do that? We've saved the Krypton. However, the Superman person is now autism. There were some weird lines in Man of Steel about bloodlines. Like, which bloodlines are you preserving? I'm like, that sounds kind of incestuous, but... 
I'm no expert. Look, there's pure ones and then there's tizzle ones. I guess Mola <laughs> should tell Mola are just full of syphilis. Mola should tell Metal to ask Mola to watch Hercules in New York Free Fight movies. I don't know, I've been working constantly the past few days. That's the ongoing meme, apparently. Maybe one day. Maybe one day. Hercules versus New York? What the fuck is that? Well, yeah. That was, uh... Early Arnold Schwarzenegger. First movie, I think, in America. What? Hercules versus New York. New York is this giant monster he has to battle. It's pretty cool. <laughs> oh, look at that poster. Oh, jeez. The metaphor. Bye, Bowser. God, this is so basic beach sheet. I agree. That face at 50 minutes, Clark Kant. <laughs> Gosh, his name was Clark Kant. How much money would I have to give you to get Mark Hamill on the 200th episode of EFAP? I feel like we could get a lot of people tagging him on Twitter. I do not think that is even close to a possibility, I'm afraid. Be neat if it was, though. Boom, boom. Um, Ma man, Ma and Pa Kent were done dirty in this movie. Yeah. Indeed they were. I don't see how anybody... <laughs> don't know what they were thinking with those. Uh... Really, really awkwardly done. Hey Rags, if you could choose for Bob to have no mouth but the urge to feed, or have him have no ass and eventually explode, which would you choose? I feel like having no ass and exploding is a bit more like poetic. Mm. Like where his 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 horrific gluttony leads to his own destruction. And he can no longer spew his tisms onto the world. Through his ass until he explodes and it goes everywhere. Yeah, but in it, but here's the thing: you're about what about his shit getting everywhere in the world? Well, no, he's gonna be at home in his basement. The basement so will it's be just lost. Gonna, yes. Yeah, it's just gonna fuck up that room. We can just lock off the room like the elephant's foot was locked off, you know? Yeah, and um, I'm sure no one goes there anyway, so it's not like it might take ages for anyone to know. It might. It might just sort itself out where he explodes. There's poo and stuff everywhere. It biodegrades into the environment once again and no one even notices they go down there and it's just like a lush jungle where a bob once was i mean i would assume it would be pretty radioactive at first I don't know what the half-life on his sort of insides would be but... no gravioactive uh, i don't even know how to deal with that i just have to avoid it uh what would y'all name an opposite of a Mary Slew slash Gary Stew, a character that struggles with everything, is shunned by other characters, and is a perpetual underdog? Early Naruto is an example. I'd call them... Um... Uh... The first a... thing I think of is Louie from the show Louie. <laughs> I don't know. I'd I mean... call him... There's so many degrees of this kind of thing that they're just characters at that point to us. <laughs> it's not even yeah, I don't know if there's characters, a name for... probably. Yeah, I don't know if there is a name for that. TV I mean, Tropes I... calls it an anti-Sue. Anti-Sue. And they say it's just That's... as bad? What's the bad side of someone being an underdog all the time? I don't know. Well, I mean, is, maybe but... it's the degree. Like, maybe they, they just suck at everything. They're just worthless. Like, they have absolutely nothing that they could do right in any way, ever. They're just incompetent to a, a cartoonish degree. degree. Mm. Or, like, maybe a really pathetic character never, like, 
grows or stops being pathetic, you know? There's a lot you ever of seen YouTubers like that. <laughs> Have you ever seen the movie? Uh... Ever seen what? Uh, the movie, it's called A Serious Man by the Coen Brothers. No, I have not. It's alright, except for the fact that the main character never grows a backbone and, like, stands up for himself and grows as a person. So he's just kind of pathetic, and it's really disappointing. Because you kind of want him to grow and become better and more confident, but he never does. So it's a little disappointing. Not their best film. It's got some good moments. Sounds like a serious film. It's a very serious, super serious. About a serious man. Um, get Razor Fist on. You can reach him on his Rageaholic Tumblr blog. Okay, enough. <laughs> like, I keep getting told all the different ways I can contact him. He can Every contact time I try, us when he went on. Like, literally, <laughs> he can message me on Twitter in any way, shape, or form if he's interested, alright? Because. Yeah, I've sent We're him hard all to, of the usual things. If you know, it's, it's, the ball is in his court. Yeah, how exciting! Uh, that truck driver had a family to feed. Um, who ruined? He ruined his career. Captain of Steel. Captain of Steel. Captain of Steel. Um, but yeah, you could easily. The thing is, we wouldn't want to make a Dom-like story out of that guy because he was an asshole, but. The punishment That's what does I'd not call match the, the crime. Uh, uh, Captain Steel. I would... Or Captain of Steel? Yeah. Oh, that's who I'd call the leader of the Thieves Guild. Intriguing. A Captain of Steel. Because they take shit. Mm-hmm. I, I got to them. it. Yep. He's in charge. Uh, this movie sets the bar for being a superhero so low it's nestled between dinosaur ribs and also high rags. Hi there. Oh, I think I read that out a bit wonky, but the the point was was understood. Uh, couldn't say this in the last couple of EFAPs due to lack of money. In regards to me critiquing Fringy on Bloodborne streams, I'm not sure how you misread my super chat rags, but what I was trying... What I'm saying to Fringy is that if he's calling Wonder Woman's powers inconsistent, he better do the same for Superman. That's not what aboutism, because first off, I'm not defending Wonder Woman's powers at this point, and I think that says kindly. The reason I'm even bringing this up is because what you said, Norman, in Wonder Woman EFAP movies after you finished reacting to the first, you actually compare this her to Superman and say his powers are more consistent, which frankly is quite nonsense considering everything he's ever been in. Wait, to Superman? I, okay, so wait, wait, there is a lot I'll, that I'm trying to... Let's see if I can get to the eggs, I'm not sure how long it goes, yeah. It's the reason for me even bringing up the Silver Age era of comics, which some reason Rags mumbled that last bit, where they pull so many powers out of their asses for him, dot dot dot. Um, when you, uh, when you read this, I'm not criticizing you out of spite. Okay, I think that's all of it. Okay, I'm sorry, I'm just trying to... So, like, I'm sure that Superman is very inconsistent in the comics as well, because a lot of heroes are wildly inconsistent in the comics when it comes to their powers. Like, I don't doubt that for a minute. I don't remember saying that Superman was more consistent, but if that was something I said, there's I could definitely be wrong. I just know that, like, Wonder Woman's big thing has been that she's been massively inconsistent throughout her entire run. But yeah, Superman probably is uh, inconsistent as well. 
hope that addresses your I mean, question. That's the thing. I wouldn't be surprised if that's applicable to most, right? Because we're dealing with so I many... I wouldn't be surprised if it's applicable to the vast majority of superheroes who aren't just, like, regular people, like Batman. Um, and even then, he might be. But yeah, when we're talking about, like, of course Superman's inconsistent because, like, he's bulletproof, but his suit can be punctured by Doomsday's thing, I guess. Because when he gets weakened by Kryptonite, and then there's yellow Kryptonite, or fucking gold Kryptonite, or whatever it's called, and red oh Kryptonite, God. and all this other stuff, like, yeah, probably is super inconsistent. Um, I don't doubt that at all. Though, you know, maybe when it comes to the films, Wonder Woman is... Yeah, I think that's that's probably the important takeaway. When it comes to the films, Wonder Woman is more inconsistent now because she can fly, but she can't. She can make things invisible. I think <laughs> she can yeah. make yeah, like she is more inconsistent in the movies than Superman is now, for um, sure. Though you know what, when it comes to like <laughs> media in general, I'm suspecting that it might be Wonder who ends up becoming the most inconsistent when it comes to powers. I'm quite concerned. About what says, she can and can't do. Who trained you? A cow? <laughs> uh, <coughs> being a good guy, what an unexpected choice. Well, I mean, that kind of plays into what we talk about with like, oh, he chose to save that bad. It's like, why would he have done anything else? I mean, okay. Mola, you need to beat ten enemies with, like, no health. I don't think I'm going to do it for any. I don't think I'm going to do it. You believe <laughs> don't in think me? so either. Oh. You're, I I believe in you, all right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I believe in you. Okay. Guy is so aggressive. Uh, who is the most inconsistent in the MCU in terms of powers? Um, hmm. that's a Doctor tough Strange? one. Strange, maybe not inconsistent in terms of what he can do, but what he chooses to do. But what he chooses yeah. to do. Yeah. I think um, Doctor Strange for sure. I guess because Captain Marvel is consistent in that she's unstoppable. <laughs> yeah, she's. Just... Uh, well, well, is it? It's inconsistent that Thanos could toss her ass away when he had oh, you know zero yeah, stones. When he had six, number one on that. She's invincible. Like, I think you're asking right because I said I think Wanda's going to become the most inconsistent. Yeah, I think she will because I'm worried now about the show. Yeah, after because they're making her five. plot dependent. Um. Well, I think the really problem is that. Learned. In the comics, her powers are insane. She can, like, warp reality. And, and yeah. of course, when you're doing that, it's like, uh-oh. What? Oh, hold yeah, dude, on. She's, wait. She can, she can create mass now. It's like, wait a minute. And she can mind control people and, like, create this. But, well, of course, she, like... I'm cool with my mind question control. It's been right. there since her first iteration. Well, but, like, saying she I can guess make stuff she can now. create a force field, and now she can create a force field that they can't get through, I guess, is the implication there, right? Like, now that it's super red. Now nobody can yeah, get in, which makes know. me wonder why she didn't do it like that from the beginning. But, um, I guess my concern is how are they going to vindicate her? Because what's happening right now is unequivocally wrong. So, I wonder what the logic will be to justify. I see a lot of people are saying that, that that director dude is the bad guy or something. Um, Wanda's the I bad wonder guy. though. Yeah, yeah but he the can also be. Any, yeah, they can both he be. He could bad also guys. be, yeah. yeah. But Wanda definitely it, is. Well, unless it's not her doing this, right? Yeah, we unless still don't they know pull who Agnes is. is. Well, we don't know who she is yet. Agnes? She wasn't one of those. Yeah, the, the neighbor lady. Agnes is She's an old woman who... name, you're right. She doesn't have a thing on the board, so maybe it's her doing or something. Maybe. Maybe. 
the Hebrew people. Losing our mind. Yeah, I know that. But the Hebrew people had their chance. So was Hitler. Oh, are they saying like she's losing her mind, so it's okay? Because that's not that. No, <laughs> I don't agree with you at all. If that's what you're saying, he's a little mental. Uh, worst part about Man of Steel: the fact that Henry Cavill could have pulled off the best Superman portrayal this generation. Bravo, Nolan. Bravo, Snyder. God, there's nothing stopping not him. He's a fault. really good actor, and he looks the part completely. Yeah, that's not his fault though. That's the writing. No, it's fault. not his fault. Yeah, well, that's, that's why, why they're saying, saying Bravo, thanks, Nolan. Nolan. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't think anybody has oh, any okay, issue with Henry like at all. It's just like no, nope. He's a cool dude. Oh yeah. What? What's Great the best thing dude. he's been in? I've only really seen um, uh, Mission Impossible Fallout. He was yeah, really that would good. be the the film that made me go, ooh. Okay. Not me. Huh? What? You didn't like Mission Impossible Fallout? No, I did. That's what he's right. Fallout's insane. Fallout's insanely good. <laughs> oh, you said not me when... I'm just confused. Oh, I yeah. I don't even know it. Yeah. Very well. <laughs> Where did you train? In an IHOP? Oh, no. <laughs> I... <laughs> yeah. Watch an IHOP training video. This is Bill L. Ked. <laughs> he comes out of the IHOP, like, kitchen to face the evil soldier lady, and he's got, like, two skillets. He has four because he's like General Grievous and spins him around. Oh my goodness, he has four arms. Yeah. Because working at an IHOP requires he have four arms to cook with. The only way that makes sense. Uh, you think you can threaten my IHOP? Calbo Kentgens. <laughs> okay. Calbo Kentgens. <laughs> uh. Why couldn't they just this terraform Mars? That's the thing. I think that you could yeah. probably have a throwaway line of some sort. Uh, you know, fuck that. The idea that I even suggest a fix is like, no, we need to do it all from the beginning. Start from scratch. <laughs> Tear it all down. Tear it all. This map, this Pokemon map confuses me. Why are there just a bunch of static Pokemon? You said this around? last time. I know I did, but it's still I think confuses it's great. me. I, love I think it. it's amazing too. I enjoy it too, Fringy. You need Good to get with the program. <laughs> I disagree with Fringy because it seems like the popular thing to do. There you yeah, go. Fringy. How come you're always being hey, a you're contrarian? All, you're all sheeple, alright? And you're a wolfful. I'm not a sheeple, I'm a flaffy. Aww. You're all sheeple and you're gonna, I don't know, you're gonna, you do what the government says, alright? Oh no. That's the last thing I want to do. Goberman is bad. Goberman's trying to make our pokey floats fly away. Thoughts <laughs> on Disney's Jungle Cruise trying to be, quote, less racist by replacing people of color with apes? What? Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> what? It's me, a bold what, strategy, Cotton. Jungle Cruise, Disney, Jungle Replace Cruise. Um, Disney? <laughs> Yeah, let's see. Jungle Cruise news. Nudes? Disneyland to reimagine Jungle Cruise ride following years of criticism. Now, this is from CNN, so it might be true. So, um, uh, the Jungle Cruise ride where. Yeah. So it looks like, um, is not. Although the ride was inspired by nature documentaries, one of the sites along the river route is a scene of quote unquote natives, oh, no. which depicts them as wild, primitive, and threatening, which is true. Um, in a brief release, Disney confirmed the ride's upcoming overhaul. Among the changes will be a new animated Skipper character. 
uh, quote, as Imagineers, it is our responsibility to ensure experiences we create and stories we share reflect the voices and perspective of the world around us, said Carmen Smith creative development and inclusion strategies executive Whoa. at Walt Disney Imagineering in a statement. Oh God. Remember when I said like calling yourself a creative was <laughs> we find like something weird to imagine. Um, What's your job? So what... I'm a creative development and inclusion strategies executive at Walt Disney's Imagineering. What's the acronym for that? <laughs> uh, come. <laughs> of course it is. <laughs> Uh, the popular Splash Mountain Log Flume ride originally log featured flume. characters from Song of the South, a story set in the antebellum <laughs> South whose cringeworthy depictions of black people. Why, they, why do you capitalize black? Black people have kept it mostly hit. You, don't, you, you people don't capitalize white. You'll capitalize black, though. I feel racially abused here. Why, why, would, why, would, the, why would a race name... It's, a, it's not a proper noun. Yeah, it's just... It's a, it's a, it's a common noun. Yeah, it's why black would it be capitalized? Yeah, it's it's a it's a color for start. Yeah, like what? <laughs> you always capitalize okay. colors, just not white because they're yeah. impure. Because um, they're the bad color. It would reconfigure the ride to include characters from 2009's The Princess and the Frog, the first Disney movie with a black princess lead. Black's capitalized again. That's weird. Um, let's see. The, the Pirates of the Caribbean ride, which inspired the film franchise of the same name also came under scrutiny for its animatronic scenes of the pirates selling female captives. Can't do that. Oh my In God. 2017, yeah, yeah, we can't we I'm can't sure imply that, that pirates are pirates bad. Actually, yeah. They're pirates, they're criminals. Yeah, we we can't imply that pirates were horrible fucking awful people, right? We would never want to no, that would no that. Um, we also can't imply that every encounter a, you know, a isolated tribe somewhere in the jungle went really really well. Like, yeah, you can't, you, know. you can't, in, you can't imply that you know natives living in the jungle are wild and primitive. That's offensive. They, they fucking are. Jesus Christ. And, and if a bunch of Amazonian tribesmen want to call our show or send an angry email, <laughs> then I, then fine, do it. I don't care if fucking Boobla Boobla is upset that I <laughs> called him a primitive. I love that guy. He makes great videos. Yeah, Boobla Boobla, he's, he's a good man. He's a good man. He wouldn't be angry. I don't fucking care. You live in Apparently, Disney land. Disney is planning a Guardians uh, of the Galaxy roller coaster. Okay. Uh, all right. Wait. <laughs> what else are they doing? Uh, we should all be evolving and doing those things. Those are things that should be left in the past. But if you're setting it in a historic, uh, whatever. Uh, <laughs> those things have to be left in the past. But our show that we're making in the present for money. That's different. Reality can be whatever I want. I know the guy who said that. He's a legend. <gasps> Come. Jesus, die, all of you. <laughs> um, you can't say that about Oogly Boogly. Alright. If the ship, if the ship was filled with unborn children, did Superman commit mass abortion? Hell yeah, he was really good at it too. Yeah. yeah, he's very efficient. Can't reason with commies. Disney, <laughs> communists. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. The, the Whenever people they, are in Disney, most are not capitalist company there is. Yeah, commies. please remember they are the kings of. Hey, capitalism. we we know that pe we know that communists are really good capitalists, as we've dis as we've noticed. Wait, are you suggesting that Disney have been hiding this whole time? 
Like, I'm just, oh, yeah, I'm, I like I'm the idea Disney is like that episode of The Simpsons with Russia. It's like, I thought you guys broke up. Yes, that's what we wanted you to think. Oh <laughs> and, they my God. and like, they just have a flag of Mickey Mouse holding a hammer and sickle. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and I don't know, maybe Walt Disney rises from the grays. Must destroy capitalism. <laughs> Just a friendly reminder that people that would unironically describe themselves as woke and communists are not the same people. It's a, it's a difference. They're a the whole different set of They're all the now. same. Every last one of them's. So anyway. Legend of Zelda The Wind Waker handled lost civilization, mentor and villain are ghosts of the past and past versus progress better than Man of Steel. Well, wait, like, say, wait, what does? Legend of Zelda The Wind Waker, which I don't know a lot about, so. I don't even... Oh, did I play that one? I don't think so. Chairman Mouse? <laughs> <laughs> no, I did not. That's the, that's the GameCube one. No, I did not play that one. <laughs> um, yeah, I wish I could say more, but I can't. Thoughts on how Brie Larson was cast to play Zelda in a live-action Netflix series until Nintendo came to uh, the senses and cancelled it? No, I, I... No, wait. I got told this story. Nintendo cancelled it because, um... Netflix breached the NDA. They... That's what did they the do? story. They just... Uh, apparently it? they leaked things on purpose to generate hype and Nintendo were fucking furious. <laughs> so they, they cancelled it. Wow. Dude. I've never heard of a studio That's intentionally breaching an NDA. Oh, and, and a Star Fox game as well. Uh, Star Fox movie. Uh, not movie, That's TV crazy. show, I think, as well. Which would have been... Wow, cool, they but... cancelled these shows that people would have fucking eaten up? That's... Ugh. They breached the NDA. Yeah, That's the story that I heard. Let me... Actually, let me... Legend of Zelda Netflix. Uh, yeah, this was from a couple of days ago. It was leaked and they cancelled it. Damn. Or reportedly, they've reportedly cancelled it. It may still be happening. Wait, hold on. I Wait, I need to know about this. So, uh, let's see. Did they ever go into production or was it all just like planned? It says it was in development. Um, okay, then they didn't start shooting yet. So, it was gonna happen, we were gonna make a fantastic Mr. Fox-style Star Fox, then three, then, uh, a month later there were reports Netflix wasn't doing A Legend of Zelda anymore, and then I heard a rumor that they weren't doing Star Fox anymore. Someone at Netflix leaked The Legend of Zelda, and they weren't supposed to talk about it. Nintendo freaked out, because it was the first time they had done any television or other adaptation for years and years and years, but when Netflix leaked it, they freaked out and pulled the plug on the entire program. Damn. Well, I bet they feel f fucking, like, kind of annoyed about that in terms of just, damn, this could have been the beginning of a lot of stuff, you know? Yeah. I would have liked a, a Star Fox show that was stop-motion animated. That sounds fucking awesome. Would you have liked Brie Larson some... or Zelda? I, like, she could be good, you know? She could. She could. Phone. Um... If Weyland Yutani attained the aliens, how would they use them in a way that isn't retarded and couldn't be done with real life weapons? Just curious. Um, I guess we can't know exactly what their interest is, but having your hands exclusively on a species, like, is gonna be something a company may or may not be interested in, right? Especially in, like, the future where brand new species might be one of the only things that can even be super valuable those days, at least in the terms of, like, all resources being possibly wildly available. I don't know. Um... 
they can experiment on them, study them for biological advantages in any way, shape, or form. The idea that they would use them as a weapon... Mm. I mean, it's not impossible, right? It's just, I don't, I, I mean, I kind of agree. Like, whatever scenario they're looking to unleash aliens into, feels like um, it, 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 it wouldn't be as effective as possibly every single other thing they have as an option. Because um, even as we saw in Aliens, your average army can probably mow down a lot of aliens. Um, but, you know, for study alone, I'd say, is, is going to be why they'd have an interest. Especially over, like, what's worth more, one alien specimen or a crew of people. It's like, yeah, fuck the crew. We don't need them. Why are you so aggressive? Such an asshole. Keep my laser gun, you bastard. I'm back. What oh, happened? I... I came back and everyone's like muted and deafened and all of you had different things happen at the same time. Oh wow. Yeah, I had to answer the door. Um yeah, I was I guess I was saying um like if you're Nintendo and you have these shows that people are clearly super excited in and would be very interested in watching, like sure if Netflix breaches the NDA, then like take it out on them. You know? Yeah. Like it comes across as really really petty and childish to cancel the whole project because it got leaked i guess it's tied to the fact that they're like antsy about it all just because it's the first thing which is like they should know about this like what should happen now all they have to do is offer it to someone else like... i don't know amazon maybe they are who knows know. like maybe behind the scenes they're like hey amazon we'll take it from you if you mention anything about this don't risk it buddy Oh, fucking, I wouldn't have died there if she'd died faster. Uh oh, I didn't mean to continue. Oh well, we'll commit. Uh. Hi, Cormac. Y'all should try watching the new DC 52 animated movies. Uh, I'm Someone said, Rags, Nintendo is bigger than you. You don't deserve to understand their thinking. <laughs> kind of a fucking dumbass comment is that? I'm going to assume that's a joke. <laughs> You don't deserve to understand this. Like, oh, what if I really wanna? Kal El is super pro-choice. His choice. <laughs> Superman has every Kryptonian coom and womb all in his cells. So, I'm guessing it's the the pods are like. I don't. I don't. Honestly, I don't know. What do they draw out of his cells that they put into those They're glooms? They're like genetic scrambler, rescrambler things? Yeah, it, 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 they said it works, okay? I'm gonna trust them. They're the Kryptonian scientists. I'm just a guy. Ready, go. um, well, Rags, I, what's the point of NDA if it can just can be breached whenever? No, no, no. I said specifically, take it out on Netflix. Like, sue them or something. Yeah, and like I said, you can go to Amazon. Fuck them. Be like, Amazon, yeah, Netflix, fuck us over. So... Now, any company who tries that shit again, they know they're going to lose it. Yep. If anything, this could be beneficial to uh, Nintendo. Yep. Um, now nobody gets anything. Everybody loses. What is the <laughs> new DC 52 animated movies? What is that? The new 52 was like the DC reboot version of, um, they rebooted the continuity. As for the films, I don't, I don't know. Um, if Superman, all of Superman's cells double up as sperm cells, does Clark is a giant flying laser shooting testicle? Does the S really stand for scrotum? 
<laughs> Obviously. It stands for hope. We've been <laughs> hope over this. of Koob. Oh. About Filmento's speech patterns, his native language is monotone and learning a foreign ac uh, enunciation sorry, is a separate skill. Naturally, he'd sound like Kimi Raikkonen. His Macbeth video is very good, IMO. Um, I'm less concerned with how he speaks compared to what his script is. Uh, I, I find his use of language to be... Uh, overcompensating a lot of the time. He adds in words where I think he thinks it makes the script sound a bit better. Fomento? Yeah. Definitely. Like, there's a lot of redundancies in the script, and um, there are oftentimes words that just make you think, oh, you put that in there to make it more flashy, even though the word means the same thing as the next word he used. That sort of thing. Um, when Nostalgia Critic's skit for the skull, skull, slull, skull scene makes more sense. No show the rainbows, show the rainbows. I have no <laughs> idea what that reference that is. I can imagine what they're referring to and that is funny. I mean, I imagine Nostalgia Critic had a much more critical review of Man of Steel. It might even be good. Who knows? Uh, wait, Superman didn't cause Zod to destroy Earth? It's a failed copy of Alien. I mean, it's always going to be a broad way to do it. It's a story. It's kind of like Alien. Um, I turned myself into a donut mauler. I'm Dornut Fringy. Hopefully he can survive. Um, when the world engine was making Krypton's atmosphere, why weren't people of Metropolis choking to death or even breathing hard? I don't get how it works. No idea. I have no idea how that thing works at all. Yeah, like, no, I don't know no, if it was no. gonna like. For all we knew, that was gonna take a year to complete whatever it was doing, or it was gonna take a day. I don't know. It's so. <laughs> all of I it's mean, so terrible. You know, it looks like it would have taken a while. For all we know, like, what if it goes and it fires a big wave across all of Earth that just obliterates everything, and then it's Krypton. <laughs> it's like, yeah, yay. It just fucks everything up, and it's that indistinguishable from Krypton. Would have been a lot shorter. I'm telling you, man, we were just waiting for the patoom sound, and it was going to be a, attached to the soundtrack where drums went. And it would have been epic as fuck. Kalelendorf enough. Filmentodorf enough. Glad you're finally covering the DCEU. Star Wars was starting to depress me. Oh, it'll come back to depress you, don't worry. Uh, did you see how many TV shows they're making? That'd be great. We got twelve of this shit to go through. Yep. Ugh. Uh, boop, 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 boop. Spoiler warning: Baby Yoda's blood is used to create Snoke. Maybe. Fuck me. I mean, I'd say God it's pretty damn. likely from what we've seen in season two. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, I John Favreau has for. said that the Mandalorian is heading toward the sequels. Like that's what it's doing. It's like, alrighty. Another crowd pleaser. Yeah, awesome. I know, right? Um, but Fringy, what about Kill Bill 2, Superman speech? What? Oh, um, Kill Bill 2, he argues that, like, the reason Superman is the oh. most interesting hero is because he's the only one whose regular persona is his mask. Everyone else is the reverse. Um, Batman's regular persona is his mask. Yeah, like, Bruce is his mask while he feels yeah. he has become Batman. 
Um, at least I, I'd have to rewatch it. I remember liking that speech a lot from. Uh, ah, I like it too. Bill, it's a neat one. Fuck you, Captain Falcon. Uh, does Zack Snyder think that Kansas is some irre irreprehensible dystopian hellscape that's full of evil people? Remember when Dorothy wanted to go back to Kansas? Why is Superman in this film? Boo, man. Um. Well, I think the hellscape was supposed to be Krypton, okay? The, the, the Kansas isn't as pretty as it probably could be. What else, what else, what else can you say? Irreprehensible dystopian hellscape. I think that Zack Snyder has a bit of a boner for irreprehensible dystopian hellscapes. Just a little bit. Uh, a real fan should be able to deflect the flaws, but a fake fan just accepting anything? Imagine calling yourself a fan of Predator, but you like the Predator. Ugh. Fucking hell. <laughs> That's what I mean. That's the kind of stuff where I get confused, as a lot of people do, because you're like, wait, but they what counter like? each other, so what is it you're a yeah. fan of? Is it literally just the imagery of a predator? It as long as it has be. that in it, it's okay? It might be. Do you just like to see Luke Skywalker with a lightsaber? Is that it? Oh, I think there's a couple of people who might yeah, just feel yeah. that, yes. Uh, do what Mr. Fantastic did to battle Magneto. Use a wooden gun to trick him. What does that have to do with Man of Steel? <laughs> Also, a wooden gun to trick him. Stand up. Meaning... Not trick him, though? Couldn't he tell? It says, do what Mr. Fantastic did to battle Magneto. Use a wooden gun to trick him. I don't know where that would have come up when we were talking about that, but um, a wooden gun, meaning everything in it is wood except... Would the bullet be wooden, too? Maybe. He's a bow and arrow. Yeah, at that point. A slingshot. Hey, that's what a they do in um, X-Men Apocalypse. A rock on it. Remember, they have bows and arrows yeah. on him. He's like, oh, gee. Uh, you just gotta shoot. go old school. This one just says the shook. I don't know what to make of that. The shook? The shook. Oh, I didn't even get to... Mm, rip a ring. Which Avenger is the most powerful objectively? Kevin said Scarlet Witch, but he's a flippin' moron. I propose Doctor Strange. Well... So when you say most powerful, do you mean the one that is most likely to win ultimately, or the one that, like, in some kind of measurable sense, can deal the most damage? Because Scarlet Witch is up there. Yep. Yeah, when you get into the weird magic-y ones, it's hard to... Because, like, Iron Man at his peak can deal a shit ton of damage to anyone, too. Um, but... Because, like, Doctor Strange could kill any of them, right? But then again, Doctor Strange could be killed, theoretically, by loads of them, too. So it's like, going by who can kill is kind of useless. You have to be, like... Hmm. I don't know. I mean, surely it is Captain Marvel, though, right? As much as nobody I think it is Captain Marvel, her. yeah. She's indestructible she's super and super and she powerful. Can't be she I'm can not, travel at the speed of light. Yeah, I'm not faster sure... Faster than the speed of light. I'm not sure how Scarlet Witch beats Captain Marvel. You try and grab her, but I don't even know if that would stop her. I don't know. I don't see that it would. Yeah, She's my vote would be powerful. Captain Marvel, unfortunately. Yeah. The Hulk is practically immortal. Nah, I, I gotta imagine Hulk could get killed. I mean, he bled and he got knocked out. Yeah. That Captain, like, remember, Captain Marvel can fly around in space and then take off at faster than light speed. 
Yep. She can destroy like, that's planets. An, that's fucking nuts. I would assume. Why is Superman in good shape? Wouldn't his powers make it extremely difficult to stress his body to generate any muscle mass? Also high rags. Hi. Interesting. Maybe point. his powers just make him have. He just has strong muscles. I think Jor-El does actually mention something about Earth doing something to his muscles. Like they just make his muscles floopy in a good way. I don't know. Hmm. She's faster than light, except when she has to get to a van. So true. Trust me, it was good that she didn't get to that van. It would have caused so much worse things to happen because for some reason they didn't recognize that. Thanos could throw his little sword faster than she could fly. <laughs> he's got a real good throw it, but what? It's a fancy man. He's a he's a strong boy. Strong boy. Mm -hmm. uh, Phil Mento had his chance. Oh no. Hello, massives. Hello, rags. Hi! Just saw Gerald's game, an interesting watch. Wanted to know your thoughts on the movie. Um, I really like it, except some tisms at the end. And, uh, but, like, overall story and the, the sort of premise feels like a writer's challenge. Like, your character is stuck yeah, on a bed. how do you tell a story when you're stuck in one room? Um, but I give it thumbs up. There's just a small change that you could actually do with editing the movie that I think would improve it greatly. To remain spoiler-free, that's all I can say. I feel like it's probably fun for people to go check out Gerald's game. Go do it, folks. To tempt you, the guy who made Blind Manor and Hill House made it. And it's an adaptation of a Stephen King novel. <gasps> yes. Molel, no. Also, hi, Rex. Oh, hi. Wow, they say no to me, but hello to you. What's that about? I don't know, maybe they're... Racist. I don't yeah. know, they just like me. Who knows? It's kind of funny how The Predator and It, it Chapter 2 came out the same year and both had characters committing suicide as a noble action to take. <laughs> uh... Fringy, Bruce tried to shoot himself in the first Avengers movie. Yeah, I know, but what I'm saying is, like, surely if I dropped Hulk into the sun, he would die. Wait, why would... Just because a pistol doesn't work on the Hulk doesn't mean he can't be killed. Yeah. I don't think that's true at all. We all know that a Desert Eagle can shoot through anything. <laughs> Maybe it wasn't a Desert Eagle, right? You don't know. You don't know. Maybe it was a 1911. Those are popular. They are. Um, the shoes had their chance. Oh, this is when we're talking about pebbles being in people's shoes, I think. <laughs> <laughs> the heart. Um... Hello, Massives. I'm the creator of the Minecraft art, and this is the first time I've sent money to a creator. Keep up the great work. Also, hi, Rags. Oh, wow. Hi there. Yep, um, I've got that stored. We are going to record a meme fab soon, I'm sure of it. Been very busy. Every single time we get extensive periods of time is free, we end up on someone else's stream or recording something. You know, it's getting there. It's all logged. It's going to be a long meme fab. Maybe even two. Really nice. The tornado is a metaphor for the big gay. I knew it. That's just what I said when we were watching it. There is a comma coming. Um, what if Pa Kent just wanted a high five? <laughs> he didn't get it. No, he's, he's saying, here's my hand. Come grab it. Take me away. <laughs> Help me. <laughs> Come get me. Help me. I'm old. Clock, I know I said you could have ditched the kids, but I want to be saved, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I'm different, Clark. I'm not like those kids. I blame you. I blame you. 
Uh, Grant Morrison's all-star Superman does a better job with Clark's dad and his fate. Come on, every single iteration probably does a better job. Like, this was really bad. Uh, Clark, I'll save you, Dad. His dad. No! <laughs> That's the cannon. That's what happened. Um, the biggest cl plot contrivance, not whole, because this can technically happen, it would be just insanely unlikely of Wonder Woman 84's last act is that she had any time to save anyone once Lord made his broadcast. Someone would wish for everyone dead quickly. Yep. Yeah, there's a lot of... There's about 17,000 problems with that. Yeah, that's what I mean. The um, I was actually talking uh, before you came into the call rags about how like Man of Steel is so bad. I was like, can it even reach eighty-four? And it's just like, well, that wish issue kind of just it it's just destroys eighty-four. There's just nothing left. Yeah, we get up to Keter territory. You ain't saving me, son. Talk to the hand. Yep. Uh, what is with video essayists always rambling bullshit? Bullshit, I suppose, and, uh, yeah, well, I mean, redraft? <laughs> it's funny, for what is meant to be an essay, you telling me when you wrote essays for school you didn't go through them more than once? I don't know, some of them feel like they've got a, they've got a quota, right? they got to get, I think Filmentos is like one per three weeks or something, so. Right. Not to imply he's not incredibly passionate, it's just that, that I didn't... That took three weeks to make? I don't know, I don't want to claim anything. No, right? it took two days to make. He waited till the last two days, and then he fucking rushed that shit out. I shouldn't like to assume, but, um, yeah, like I said, I don't think it was... That would be the most charitable thing to assume, that it was rushed, and it's not really indicative of his actual quality work. Mm -hmm. Trying to come up with excuses for why his video is shit. Um, Angry Joe is the human embodiment of pure moist. Okay. What? Because he's Hispanic? I don't know. <laughs> I would hope that they didn't mean like that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't even know what that means. Are they, they a wet critical people? when they say moist. He's stolen the word moist. Um... Literature Devil has a great video on Superman that goes into a lot about who Superman, who is Superman, and what he's about, and what modern writers tend to mess up. Oh fuck, that's gonna be a long video if he's gonna talk about all the ways they fucked him up. <laughs> well, let's uh, open the laundry list. But yeah, you know, I'm not, a, I'm not against Superman fundamentally. I think you can do a lot of good shit with him, but fuck me, get him away from Zack Snyder. Rescue him. Who knows what he's gonna be doing in the Snyder Cut. Mm. You excited, Rags? You still got two movies worth of that world, um, in terms of Batman and Superman, <laughs> at least. I'm very excited to see these quality films in the comfort of my own home. Oh yes, delivered straight to my door through the power of the internet, the black gateway portal to hell. <laughs> the killing finally stopped. Time to EFAP. Oh God, it's Filmento. Bring back the killing. Wait, what? You're being killed, or you were you were killing people? I would say at this point it's better to watch Filmento than killing people. That's 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 my hot take. <coughs> Especially if you're a soldier. Oh yes. Does Mauler have his own mini called, mini me called Smaller? Can't confirm. But <laughs> maybe. <coughs> smaller. That's funny. Yeah. 
There were so many missed opportunities with Man of Steel. Saying it's the best DCEU is not a compliment. This movie could have been great, but the plot ruined lots of moments with dumb decisions by uh, characters. Honestly, all of it's ruined. There's like nothing that works in that fucking movie. But um, as per usual, it's like it's not like it was impossible for them to work with what they had. They had a lot of resources. They had a shit ton of money. That film was clearly expensive. Mm -hmm. And there's a crazy cast in the Snyderverse. Like, there's all kinds of people. Yeah, it's huge. They even got Doug from House of Cards, you know? That's how you know they're top tier. Um, I'm glad I got a chance to see an EFAB live. Love the show. Well, well. Glad you're here. Uh, people like John Campia says, Man of Steel is superhero movie gold standard and the perfect Superman to write in the modern era. What? Oof. I, get, I get it when they say Iron Man is a gold standard in terms of just a, a, a sort of blueprint. It's just like an asterisk next to it, but how the fuck is Man of Steel anything close to that? It's weird because that's what Phil Mento was arguing for. We need more of them to be Boy, like this. Reason, yeah. Oh man. Uh, thoughts on Superman Red One? I think it is funny as fuck. I have no clue. I don't know what that is. Is that to do with when he becomes a communist? It's Red Sun, right? I thought that was Red Sun. Oh, maybe they misspelled it. Well, it's O N E, so it's a weird way to spell sun by accident, but okay. maybe. Um, did you guys know that Secretary Ross becomes the Red Hulk in the Marvel comics? Do you think it could work if That's... they went down that road in the MCU? I would prefer that they don't. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, we're very much the people who say, like, you can make anything work, but... <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you have to... Yeah, just because they did it don't mean that Yeah, there are some it. ideas where it's just like, you don't have to do that, you know? And I feel like they end up saying that a lot when they're adapting comic books. You don't, don't have, have to, to do, do that. that. <laughs> <laughs> you, don't, you don't have to do that. You could just not. Maybe if you just stop right there. Criminal scum. I got lucky with these Pokemans. Hi, Rags. I just Hi. got Battlefield 4 for my laptop and having fun playing on mouse and keyboard. Also, thank you for getting me into PC gaming. Oh, I'm very glad that you're enjoying it. And it ends with also Mola. Hello. Yeah, PC gaming is pretty legendary. Um, the black hole was real. Amy Adams was just heavy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. The thing is, that probably would just make it fall in quicker, right? I, don't, I, I forget, but like nothing escapes black holes. But Yeah, nothing can. Not even light. <laughs> Only Lois's plot armor. <laughs> Only Lois. This app is super upsetting to me. Ah, oh, that's where we're at. But yes, it should be. It's that that I, I can't like oh, you know we always talk about like how it's good to find out about the thing you're promoting. I love how like again on the surface that thing is horrible. Like, how would you promote this? Yeah, don't read yeah. books. Oh, damn. Read the summaries. You're like why? <laughs> and you said they had 17 million people using that service. Yeah, it said that. The fuck. might be the worst app I've ever heard of, but you have heard of me. <laughs> 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 it's 
So it takes EFAP and turns it into a list of ism. I don't know what it would do with EFAP. How does it summarize? Sounds like it would be a tough one. Um, earlier, soup was a joke. That app is bad. Audible better. I mean, Audible is an actual service. This yep. thing just seems like a joke. Yeah, at least with Audible, you get the entire book. Yeah, you just listen to it instead of read it. Yep. That's, yeah. That to me, see, that's a service. To, it's a good I service. Know. That's a good service. The one that's like, I'll read the book for you and tell you what it was about, okay? <laughs> like, Thanks, bro. <laughs> people pay for that. What is wrong with you? Do you think there's people out there who are like, no, seriously, though, it is really good because it, it just saves me a lot of time. Do you think, do you think, do you think that person is out there? At what cost? At what cost? Absolutely, at what <laughs> fucking cost? Contributing what I can for rags to make blink tits. <laughs> Ooh, I'm gonna uh, blink tits. Time. Patreon stretch goal. Hell yeah. Blink tits sounds like something from Gadelb. We could make it a Gadelb thing. Please join <laughs> blink tits. It'll. What would be the meme? Does <laughs> everyone come up with ideas and not saying them? <laughs> you know, I've got to think. This is this is delicate material. Who this needs video is to practice by... reading comprehension? Blink we'll do it for you. Your one-stop service app to I don't know. Chat. What do we got? It watches movies and shows you the titties. But that's a service. <laughs> no, it has to be bad. <laughs> That's a good thing. <laughs> I could see that actually getting some kind of popularity. This has got to be a bad service. Nap it watches the movie and tells you a couple of lines out of context. Watches the movie and tells you its themes. <laughs> <laughs> but the themes are all incorrect. Like, they're just completely wrong. Man of Steel is about identity and coming of age and heroism in the modern world. Please give me $200 a year. I've got this move. This video is sponsored by Blink Tits, your one-stop service app to watch movies for you with a summary of its themes. Subscribe now and the app shall watch five movies at random for you. <laughs> you have no saying which ones are picked. No. Half of them are just like not even English language films, and the information <laughs> yeah. is in whatever language it's from. Some of them are some just of like the... fucking video that someone America Online for Internet. Someone in the chat said, "I showed you my theme. Please respond." <laughs> <laughs> Long book bad. Also, hey guys, wish I was there instead of stuck at work during Super Bowl weekend. That's from Southpaw. Yeah, he were he was there for watching the movie. It was it was pleasant. In quotations, you see. Man of Steel is quite the ride. Do you think any movie in the DCEU will beat out Man of Steel for miserableness? Because BVS hmm. is the only one that I think could have, but I still think that Man of Steel is more miserable. I think it might be the most miserable, yeah. that's And that's saying something. Because we got Justice League... Well, Zack Snyder's Snyder Cut might be more miserable. Really long, too. Because mm. we'll find out. Uh, who needs college when you have Blinkist? Hell yeah. Learn now. <laughs> uh, wouldn't it be perfect... Wouldn't it be a perfect way to make his self-exile make sense if he had used his super speed to save his dad at the last minute? Um, but because of the high speed the dad was traveling at, 
he had his heart attack and Clark's identity was revealed. <laughs> I think this is serious. This isn't a joke. You know, I bet a lot of things would have made more sense. So then yeah. he leaves because he's outcasted by society, but also because he feels responsible for his dad's death, even though he would be dead anyway. Um, so, like, the idea being you pull him away from it too fast and he accidentally kills him. Maybe through whiplash or through causing a heart attack. I don't know. Um, I think that it would one, be more interesting. I think that yeah. one, all the one, it's a where... low bar to cross, but yeah, well, yeah, a dad who was saved by a son who he told not to, you know, give himself up, and that his secret is really important. But he's the one who is in trouble that had the secret given up for. Anything would have been better than watching him fucking die. I think it would have been even more effective to have Clark head toward him. Like, I don't know. Anything. Anything other than just watching him. Maybe try and fail. He could have run into the tornado and run the opposite direction and just cancel the tornado. Oh, yeah. Fly around in the opposite direction. Nice. Do it. There you go. And you can save everybody. Yay. Uh, someone creates a hero, then someone else creates the anti version of that hero, i.e., Superman and Brightburn. If both movies are the exact same quality, but people like the anti-hero over the hero, is that a failure of the creator? I don't think so. You can't really tell what people are going to like more, ultimately, right? Mm. If you make a Superman yeah. and then you make a... They said anti-hero. Brightburn is a straight-up horrible villain. Just fucking murders yeah. people. Um, but if they end up liking the one that... A better example, I guess, would be Captain America versus Punisher, or, or Daredevil versus Punisher, maybe. And if someone's like, I prefer Punisher, it's like, that doesn't mean the Daredevil writer failed, I don't think. Just, no, um, I don't think so. What people end up, maybe they line up with them more. There could be so many different reasons to like them. They could literally be like, I like the Punisher's logo more. I'm like, alright. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Shadow Warrior 2 is a four-player co-op after prologue. All yeah, right, it's then. a good game. Uh, Blinkist feels like an app specified for the type of lazy people that try and win internet fights by citing, well, in the books, argument. Dude, it's perfect <clears throat> for video essayists, honestly. Like, I'm starting to think they actually yeah. use it. It would explain some of the 17 million. Yeah, it's it's why they're, they just have basic information that's weird. In this book that I read this paragraph of and stole this quote, it matched Therefore making point. me an expert. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I'm qualified to make an internet video about it. Well, you see, that reminds me of Karl Marx. <laughs> I don't even remember what video that was, but it was wonderful. It was Brown Table, right? The fucking meme lord. He didn't even realize I feel like it was either Brown Table or Just Right. It was one of them, yeah. Just Right I did, just, um... Just Right Hegel, did Hegel, didn't I think. Yeah. Yeah, it was he... really weird, because in this video he was like... Oh, this before we talk about that, I need to talk about this book about psychology. Oh wait, I didn't have to read it because I have this great app. And it's like what? Uh, he didn't he didn't even relate it to the subject. That's actually video. a really good point. He doesn't actually Yeah. He didn't do the part where he was like a, a quote from this book is this, which kind of applies to, you know, Superman or whatever. He didn't. That's so he weird. He didn't even do why the thing. Why? He got he got confused <laughs> along the way. <laughs> EFAP ruins art, Blinkist ruins literature. Fucking <laughs> yes, it does. Uh, I've got an entry for Lord of the Rings. The bad guys make an evil ring, so the good guys destroyed it. 
Well, there's a great story right there. I'd say, it's classic. I would say you've got um, urgency, stakes, and goal right there. So, yeah, you've done plot. The plot is now completed. You're done. You got to work on the C and the GSU. Fucking GSU. It's funny to me because it's like Batwoman, she has a goal to prevent the infected bats from eating the citizens of Gotham. The stakes are the people of Gotham dying, and the urgency is that it's happening right now. It's like, whoa, Batwoman passed the GSU test. Because fucking everything does. Crazy. Yeah. You basically have to have a plot. If you don't, you basically you just have a photograph. I don't even. That's what I mean. I don't know what it looks like. Have we got a movie that just this can't be applied? I want to talk to Filmento sometime. And be like, how does any of this work? How do you? How do you? How does brain? I need to know. Uh, Blinkist Twelve Rules for Life is literally the Twelve Rules. Yeah, if there was a book called like the numbered and then rule for anything, they would just lay out the rules. I think that would be the smart way to do it. Gotta save people time. They don't need to read all the fluff. Thank you, Blinkist. Adolf Hitler said, Every book only has one main idea. When you get that idea, move on to the next book. Of course, we seldom follow Hitler's advice. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> <laughs> some okay ideas. I mean, most maybe. of his ideas were probably good. It's he, just the he ones he had that were bad were really bad. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's it. <laughs> He's probably like, you know, bathe regularly, eat fruits and veggies. You know, most of his, you know, most of his advice would probably be really good. Take your dog for walks. It's like, oh. I want Hitler's cookbook. <laughs> I would love to read it, though. No, I would love to read it on Blinkist, you know? <laughs> Just get the, the, the Cliff Notes version. Yeah. Of. Wouldn't want to waste my time. Um, I'm slowly building Wait, up my... Wait, do they... <laughs> Sorry, do they have a Cliff Notes comp? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't see why not, right? You got, I'd love to know what it's they just summarized. the Jews are up to something. I feel like the summary sections are going to tell you more about the person making them than it will you. You know, like, yeah, whatever it is they're covering. They're like, oh, I read, you know, fucking whatever, 1984. It's like, it's pretty boring. <laughs> I guess the main point was like, bad stuff could eventually happen. You, you want to stop that. He said, um, he said there's a lot of non-fiction. As well, which to me seems even like, I don't even know which is worse. Like having a, a book, say for example, that's like the best diet to engage with, with blah 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 blah, and then you just like summarize that. Like surely you need all of the books, so like, if you were eyeballing it, which is worse? Summarizing fiction or summarizing non-fiction? Say non-fiction. Maybe non-fiction. Because non-fiction yeah. is like history too. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because with, if you're summarizing fiction and reducing it to the point of absurdity, you're not, you're not character, you're not caricaturing real life. You know what I mean? You're just caricaturing someone's fiction that they worked on. Either way, it's bad. Yeah, but it's with definitely bad either way. But at least with you're fiction, missing crucial points. Yeah, at least with fiction, you, you've not missed out. On, say, for example, it's like this book will teach you all about the medical intricacies of blah blah blah. That it's like, yeah, I mean, just just perform the surgery. That's, <laughs> you know, well. I went to medical school out of reading got him up. textbooks. I just got Blinkist. Oh my god, imagine Blinkist like gets around. They start like employing it for school. You say it like it's some kind of venereal disease. It is. <laughs> of the app world. Of, yeah. Get it out of here. A, a, an STD of the mind. 
Um, someone. I don't like reading or listening. Me. Why are you here? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't think I've ever heard someone use so many words to say so little than I have with Filmento. I don't know, we've covered a few people like that. I wouldn't want to say he has the crown, but um... No, he's not the worst, but he's definitely doing that. He's doing that sure. thing, yeah. Uh, this app contributes to something that many want, to extol mediocrity in the citizens. If Philip K. Dick would arise from his grave, well, maybe he was not so paranoid or mental as we thought. Sorry for my English, gracias. I mean, yeah, it's uh... I love the idea that there's a guy out there, because this has happened. He's read fucking 50 books on Blinkist, and he's told people that. But not the Blinkist part. Like, oh yeah, man. He's told them the part about how many books he's yeah. read. Yeah. yeah, I'd be curious for, like, someone who is, you don't even have to be well-read, you just will have to read some books, and you go to Blinkist and see how the, how the notes compare to the real thing. Yeah, yeah, that'd be interesting. Probably make a good video out of that, anyone out there. Probably could, yeah. Oh man, you can't get through it. Boo. Um, big thanks. No problem. Whatever that may be relating to. Uh, doo -doo -doo. Don't worry about chat. Some people are too busy looking for gotchas to use in their unlisted comments to pay attention to your points. Nothing new. Hey, you know what? It's alright. Some of them say some really dumb shit. Some of them add some really funny things or interesting things. You know how they are. A collective grombazoid. Car frozen. Can't go anywhere. But EFAP is on. Great stream timing. Also, I theorize that stormtroopers are bribed by the characters to not hit them so they seem cool. So they're dangerous, but the characters are just clever. Slash ass. I don't know. I don't know if it's worth my life. So funny that if we really wanted to fix from the ground up, like Mandalorian, if we were writing it, we'd have to employ some crazy shit like that to account for all of the bullshit. Like, obviously, we would opt to just move on, but if they were like, no, you have to contextualize it to make it better, like the previous seasons, like, damn. The Stormtroopers are failed clones. <laughs> like, they, they really don't actually know how to aim and shoot and shit. Like, the, 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 the point is the first, well, the, the Empire Remnant is so run down that these aren't even soldiers at all. They're just these, yeah, like, disgusting sort of creatures. Like, you take their masks off and they're just blobs. <laughs> They're supposed to just look scary, that's all. And the only reason they beat the um, Mandalorians is because of, it's actually, it wasn't them, it was some unseen villain that we're going to add in Season 3, okay? Old Thrawn. Very different from Thrawn. Thrawn. Excuse me, Thrawn, how are you? Thrawn, you are in the way. <laughs> Maester Thrawn. Thrawn in the house. <laughs> Learn to swim or you shall drown, Mr. Thrown. See? So much potential, guys. Have any of you guys seen The Wolf of Wall Street? And if so, what do you think about the film? Um, I, I remember liking it. I saw it when it came out. I had a lot of fun with it. Yeah, it's a very entertaining film. Yeah. It looks like that's all we got. Sorry. Oh, wow. <laughs> no, I didn't mean for Super Chats. I meant for that topic. <laughs> oh. I don't know what... um. What what else to say? I need to rewatch it to be honest with you. So yeah, I remember it's good. It's long, but it's you know, it's a fun ride. Like the Irishman, right? <laughs> I didn't like the Irishman. I, I didn't think like it's it boring. <laughs> no, I think there's a solid hour and a half of good film buried in there. But uh... yeah, man, I really felt the length of that one. And again, it's like, eh, yeah, long man. It's like, hey, hey, Lord of the Rings, fine and dandy to me. It's not about the length. 
the bat. The it's pack. how you use it. Yeah. It's how you stuff it in there. Mm. <laughs> um, how does a spacefaring civilization with terraformation technology go extinct with the destruction of one planet? They all have the tools to live. No idea. Yeah, that's dude. a Good fascinating question. question. No idea. <laughs> as soon as he said we've been traveling the stars for hundreds of thousands of years, it was like, oh, we're over. It's done. Like you can't. You have a hundred thousand years. Do you even have wars? Presumably, like you, because he described it as they prospered. Yeah, or like flourished, you won sorry. galactic civil. You, your species won the game of life. Yeah, you fucking dominated. Actually, <laughs> good job. It's like no, no, no. We all died. You're like what? Uh, uh. Like I'm missing a part of that story. Um, how does this? Oh, sorry. Is it trying to draw a parallel to our own history, Ion, in terms of the moon landing? I don't know though. Seems dumb to me. I don't. What's the connection there? That we went to the moon and didn't do much else, or? And then Earth blew up, so the moon base is colonies. So. Yeah, it, it, you can't, yeah, it can't even be connected to anything. In the comics, or at least one version of the story, Krypton was the Imperium of Man on steroids, and the Green Lanterns beat them to the beat them back to Krypton. They were quarantined, and over time, even after that was lifted, they became isolationist until it was too late. Well, that's a completely different story. <laughs> <laughs> sounds neat. Yeah, I mean, it sounds more interesting than what we got. When Krypton died, everything else did. Sad face. <laughs> <laughs> This is a surprisingly good impression of This <laughs> is what Zod would say. Sad face. Sad face. Thanks for the pub talk on a Saturday night. Lol, high rags, and critical. Hi. He's not Wait, here. He's critical. I, I mean, this drinker is here in spirit, I suppose. Hey, that kind of doubles up. Anyway, ziggity zaggity oh, rags talks kinda. Oh, then there's there's like space for another word. Ziggity zaggity rags talks kinda and then think of a word that could go uh -oh. there, rags. What could it be? Faggity. <gasps> rags talks uh Yeah, uh, riggity raggedy rags talks calamity. Yeah, that's probably it. In zero gravity. Okay, ignore the Green Lantern bit of my last chat. Apparently I fooled myself into accepting my own headcanon as canon. Apparently the Science Guild just voted to end the 20-plus Galaxy Empire. How? What? Why? Why? <laughs> so everyone obeyed them? Like, no, I live on this empire. God damn it, I live man. on these, this planet. It's so funny to me because the, the writers of this shit seem to be just like, yes, they had a huge civilization until they didn't. <laughs> like, you gotta, you gotta actually... You do more than that. <laughs> you missed a step in there somewhere. I don't understand. Uh, check out Media Zealot and his video about Kryptonians. Good stuff. Hi, Rags. Hi. Um, yeah, maybe. I don't care about Kryptonians. <laughs> they have favorites. Yeah, the whole functionally human species evolving everywhere in the universe thing in the comics comes down to the Guardians of the Universe encoding their form into the universe. Oh, is this a way to explain why everything is humanoid? Is that what that's saying? Because um, a lot of fiction has that issue, I guess. Even Star Trek, the original series, has an episode where they like talk about that. Hmm. Um, pink kryptonite turns you gay. Not even a joke. Um, Ringy, can you confirm this? I don't know. I don't. That doesn't sound right, but <laughs> I don't know. 
I kind of hope it's true. <laughs> I want it to be true. Um, apparently soldiers are just mindless robots who only follow orders to the letter. Please ignore the literal hundreds of thousands of millions of examples pointing to the contrary. It's a fucking... Yeah. I mean, the people say, yeah. like, ah, you see, Zod was bred to be this way. You're like, what do you mean? An idiot? Like, why do soldiers have to be this way? And then, and then at the I end, know there's... There is a trope out there concerning soldiers where it's like soldiers are these weird like for these program like so we've we've done a pretty darn good job at figuring out what makes a soldier really effective in battle in terms of keeping their you know mental faculty straight keeping them you know swapping them out making sure they're not you know mentally fucked up and scarred and how their training is and so there's a trope in fictional media about how soldiers are like basically abused mentally and physically to become killing machines and stuff like that. Mm. That just doesn't make any sense whatsoever. I wish I knew what it was because this, I mean, because Man of Steel really kind of plays around with that idea. Whereas just this evil killing machine. That's just all he does. Yeah, but like, but his goal is peace for Krypton. You know what I mean? He wants yeah. to get to the point where the civilization flourishes as crypto and I'm, I'm just like, so what happens if he gets that? Does he just mellow out, or does he stop playing chess? What else can you do? I don't know. I feel like, it, especially Filmento, he's like, oh, you know, when s his whole goal is to, you know, perpetuate Kryptonian life and all that stuff, but as soon as Krypton is dead, he just goes crazy and starts killing? Like, what? Like, if you're a soldier in a war and your side loses, you don't, like, pick a suicide pact. Like, you have a different goal now, right? Because you're a human being. I don't know. Maybe I'm just crazy. I think, yeah, just crazy. Whenever I, like, I'm at the bottom of my, like, my whole human race is destroyed and I'm looking the guy in the eye who did it when I threatened to kill his whole civilization and people and loved ones. You know, I'm like, time to get revenge by killing everyone you love. Ugh, God, that film sucks. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty bad. It's pretty I want bad. Zemo to talk to Zod. <laughs> like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm gonna Why kill everyone Why wouldn't Zod here. just reassess the situation and try to figure out what's best for him going forward? Yeah, wouldn't it be cool to write Zod in such a way that he has to deal with the fact that Krypton can never come back? And now he has to change his goal to match that of getting Kryptonians born. That'd be interesting. Wouldn't that be Yeah, well, I, yeah, the reset button is like, well, there has to be a Krypton for me to protect Krypton. So how do I go about making a Krypton? And his mind turns that into, really how can I make this planet like Krypton that I can protect? Yeah, man, I think that... um. If, if they mold... really wanted to make Krypt... Uh, if they really wanted to make Zod, like not a typical human being like he was bred for a very specific function kind of like he's a robot they could have done really interesting things with that but they really didn't no like i said i feel like the because we, we we didn't talk about this for too long but um the idea of he wants to enslave earth or at least control and mold earth to become a new krypton that's the best he can do and so he like yeah. he just wants to be like i'm in charge of the government from now on and it's just like you could even have it be that they have a relative peace brokered, but then he like decides naturally. He's like, well, of course I should be in charge. I'm the most powerful. I'm the most experienced. I've controlled spacefaring like civilization. Of course you have to give your shit up to me. <laughs> be like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> 
And what if the, the drama there is that in exchange he will give humans access to incredible technology? I don't know, we could yeah, have a movie, really you know? Like, imagine, like, a story. Yeah, you're describing yeah. what we call a movie. <laughs> uh, EFAP gives me an emotion-based climax. Ooh, ooh, rags. Oh, no. ooh, ooh. <laughs> Your Honor, my client did kill 20 innocent people, but he's a soldier. What else could he do? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> it makes sense. Man of Steel needed steel manning during filmmaking. Oh, do you mean like steel manning the script? Is that what we could call it? I think they call it script. Needed someone to say what? What the fuck you doing, Zach? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Zach, you know um, you know the page with all the issues on it. It's like which one? It's like this is the script. Like I just, I was thinking maybe we could throw that out. Hey, I was Zach. Thinking we could, uh, I was thinking we could. Change I don't want to be everything. too harsh, but I was thinking maybe we could do a page one rewrite. How about that? He's like, oh, rewrite just, the first page. page rewrite one? starting at the first page. A, a, a page one rewrite means you start from scratch. Yeah, but Zach wouldn't know that. Yeah, I don't know why you think Zach would understand. <laughs> like talking to us. Uh, well, we're in the DC arc. Where, oh yeah, where did the prequel arc finish? It is not. It will return. That's how arcs work, right? You can just randomly restart. An Avengers come zone. Yeah. Um, is the issue with my soul line Shannon's delivery or that you disagree with Zod's concept of what a soul is? Also, happy birthday, Metal. I would say I'm cool with him referring to having lost his purpose as, I guess, losing his soul. It's just more so it's such overt villain dialogue. Like, um, in the same way that it would be if he said, you've destroyed everything that means everything to me. would be like, ugh. In the same way as saying, you're a monster, Zod, and I will stop you. Like this kind, of, it's, it's just barely. Thanks, Superman. Barely it's how very people speak, blunt. I guess. Very surface level. You and, know, um, there's not a lot of nuance to the dialogue, especially with the villains. I think there's an element of melodrama that's getting the funnies to me. I'm saying you've destroyed my soul or taken my soul from me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a Shakespearean. Yeah. Thou hast destroyed my soul. Like no, it's okay, Zoid. Curtains <laughs> drop. Exit stage. Oh my god, the scream Exit Pikachu makes upon death is horrifying. Because it's not it like Yoda. Um, no, not not like the Yoda. One. The Yoda one's quite pleasant to listen to, I'd say. Yeah, it's 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 ASMR. Yeah. It's not that Zod says I will find him. It's not that Quiet. he says I will find him. It's that on the third day <laughs> he goes, I will find him. Yeah, <laughs> that one's easy to explain. It's so just what? Why are you? It's like. I will how, find him, and you're like, All like right, why are you yelling? How much cooler would it have been to say, like, this doesn't change anything, you, you're you gonna blow up, you're gonna die, I'm gonna live, I'm gonna be alive, they, they're shooting me into space on my penis pod, I'm gonna be alive, <laughs> you're gonna fucking die, after you're dead and gone, and all of Krypton's dead and gone, I'll still be out there, with all the time in the Doing... world to find your fucking son, yeah, and kick yeah. him in the nutsack. That'd be way better. So maybe if he said and that, then, they would just go, hey, should we just kill them? I was like, oh yeah, he's yeah. actually got a good point. Should we, like, you, well, all says, of you out of the pods, we're getting in. He says that um, <laughs> you don't have the courage to kill us or something, you don't want to do it with your own hands, I think he says. I don't know. Um, but yeah, it would be really funny if, he, you know, funny, he, good, if he, he said all that, and then he moves away, and before the pods are sealing, he says, I will find him. And that's it. You don't need to fucking shout it, make it all embarrassing. I will come. I will 
of hat? It's like fucking Aries. <laughs> <laughs> and they keep getting these good actors to say these goofy lines. Yeah, too. I know. Why'd you do it? Because Michael Shannon and whoever <laughs> plays, you know, Lupin Jane and Harry Lewis. Potter. He's good. Lupin. They're both good. Yeah, man. I mean, David Thewlis is like fine in the rest of the movie, you know? Yeah. Like as as yeah, the true. normie general dude, he's just like he's doing his normal shit. But then he, yeah, like, he's he's arguably arguably one of the. Oh no, he's got his. He he gets a good end. His good little end with the the one evil lady soldier chick. But oh no, he, he's he's kind of. We're talking man. about uh, David Thewlis and Wonder Woman. Oh fuck that. Um. Filmento uses blanket, blanket, blanket a stripe. That was what it was called. Blink yeah. tits, yeah. Blink tits, uh, to make his video. Best There's a good chance blanket. he does. He did say that yeah. he did. Unironically, yeah, he probably does. He's the one that we know uses it. Um, do I have to? Do I have to make a tr video trailer like that other guy to get you massives to watch the backstroke of the West dub? Video trailer. Um, no, well, I'm sure we're going to check it out at some point eventually. Give us a few more years, okay? It's going to happen. <laughs> oh, yeah, happy birthday, Metal. You'd appreciate <gasps> that. Wow. Hi, Rags. Hi there. Metal, tell them to watch Backstroke of the West. All right. And uh, Chris is just coping for the lack of personality. Chris? Chris. Chris um, yeah. Stockman? Oh, to do with the Jehovah's Witness thing. I mean, I sucked out my personality as a child. Well, from what I understand, isn't the whole thing like the, that is kind of part of it? Like they were super controlling, and he, he didn't get to maybe, be breaking maybe. free of, of whatever. You know. Oh, his his video about being a former or an ex Jehovah's Witness is the most interesting and compelling thing he's ever. Made. And I actually think it's a really really good video. I hope he uh, continues to improve his content from here. But I'm honestly, it's a really compelling video. He's gonna run out of tragedies to talk about. Well, it's really good. It's really it's worth the watch. It's really fascinating. I don't doubt that. Like how... it's probably a uh, yeah, it's probably like a. Um, I mean, it's certainly not something I'm familiar with at all. Mm -hmm. It's really like it's really that. interesting to see just how fucking crazy Jehovah's Witnesses are. You know. I mean, I don't. I yeah, because like I guess all I ever much, know but... about all I've ever known about Jehovah's Witnesses is that they bother you on the weekend. They bother you, yeah. To tell you how much <laughs> you stuck. Have you heard the good news? Is that them? And considering just how like how crazy they are in terms of like, turning your family against you if you yeah, renounce being a Jehovah's Witness. Nice yeah, it does take a, a decent amount of bravery to make the video I'm, he did. Don't so. Doubt that. Like, I commend him for that. Mm. You guys should do an EFAP movies of Backstroke of the West. It's absolutely hilarious. I'm not against it. We may very well. Uh, Fringy wants the Battle of Imujima. <laughs> but anyways, the guys. Imujima. Heil Ragler and Happy Late Flumpus Day Moodle. Aw. Heil Ragler indeed. Hilo. Uh, Muller, what are your thoughts on Naughty Dog coming out with a new DLC for The Last of Us later this year where we explore Joel's character before he met Ellie? Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, fuck off. They're gonna destroy him, aren't they? Oh. <laughs> Even oh, more no. how much he is. How, is he gonna kill, like, a kid or something in that scene and be like, I did what I had to to survive? Uh. 
like yeah, that's one of those things where it's like, please stop, it's already dead. But we already we already know it we already know it's all bad, shitty, horrible stuff. Well, that's the whole see, point. That's the thing though. I don't trust them to portray it because like you've seen what they're up to with with like the actual game. Like I want someone who understands Joel as he is when we meet him in the last but, of us to write that history, like you know? But Neil Druckmann wrote both games. Well, you know what I mean? Like what happened? I don't know. <laughs> he probably did he write the first one alone or was well, he no, like did he, he, he yeah, yeah. guidelines? People talk about there's that other person, right? Yeah. Uh Bruce Stately fuck me. I know it's a guy called Bruce, he was the game director. Apparently they both worked on it. Mm. Um and now he's gone. So it's just him and uh, that new person as well who was working on it too, so maybe that's, maybe that's, and Uncharted 4 was not strictly him as well, but maybe if it was, maybe it would have been a fucking disaster too. Maybe. I bet Cuckman will show Joel's favourite hobby before the apocalypse was golf. <laughs> that's, he's gonna think, think it's very can. clever. Oh god, I say, what, like, oh, look at how just... ironic it is. How ironic, those who live by the club die by the club. I love it. Maybe. Oh, totally nearly killed myself. Um, but yeah, you know, I there's a good chance I would check that out, because that sounds pretty good in terms of getting me back on track for doing the, the Last of Us video, of which I've already done a lot of collecting work for, so I'd rather have good reason to get me back in and maybe play it again and go through that DLC. As horrifying as it sounds. Um, I also hate the implied politics of WandaVision, but I'm well aware that it's subjective as fairy hack position. The implied politics, why? I'm not sure what that's referring I'm to. I'm not yeah. sure what they're referring to. There might be some throwaway lines that say some stuff here and there. I, I'm just not yeah, I, being able to. Yeah, I didn't to notice it. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm coming up blank with that one. <clears throat> um, bone milk. Lovely. <laughs> People keep asking who Tonald is. Uh, who are these weirdos and why do they not invest in rocks as real estate? <laughs> what? Like the Flintstones? Yeah, I'm, not, I, I'm trying to think, what's, what's, what's rocks, the connection of rocks with, um, the Tonald? Well... Either way, there's plenty of Tonal's history all the way through EFAP, and they sh they are kind of heretics for not knowing it. Oh man, I really did fuck that up. Uh, Lord Tonald of the Loke embraced the long in his vid. True! Looks to be quite the adventure. Bring on the Blessed Pipeman to converse with Tone. That would be quite, um, quite something I'd say. Uh, hey, I was going to recommend Evangelion, or is it Evangelion? I think it's Evangelion. Um, however, I doubt that you guys would like it due to it having some tropes that you don't like. Example, being Sundare, 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 is that, that's how it's pronounced? Sundare, Sundare. Uh, but I would still recommend it to people, uh, in part because Eva is like, my is my Buffy Moosley. Alright. Fair enough. Fringy, you beautiful bitch. I have a question for you. Do you subscribe to the Cortana logic plague theory, or do you think 343 aren't that smart? 
Let me look that up. I'm pretty sure I've heard of it, but I can't remember what it is. Cortana, what was it called again? Logic Plague Theory? Logic Plague Theory, and, and the next super chat says 343 aren't that smart. Ah, uh, okay. So, Jesus. All right, so the Logic Plague. Um, I, this is a post from Halo Waypoint. I and a lot of other people in the Halo fandom have formed the theory that in Halo 5, Cortana has the Logic Plague and that the Flood drives her actions throughout said game. During the events of Halo 2 and the first half of Halo 3, Cortana was engaged with a month in a month-long conversation with the current Gravemind at the time. This should be more than enough time for the Gravemind. So, the big... I'm going to have to poke a big hole in that theory. Um, Cortana is digital, so I don't understand how exactly the, the Flood could infect her. How, with, how does that make sense? With a USB. Well, someone's saying, oh, the same thing happened in Mendicant Bias. It's like, okay, nope, we're leaning into, like, external stuff now. All right, I want to focus just on the games. Um, I, is that, mm, that, man, that is, uh, that is some big ol' hmm, right there. Also, if she was infected, why did she help? chief activate the halo and then fucking kill all the flood at the end of halo 3 oh the flood cat infect ai all right whatever nah <laughs> bringing is that's not a convinced. problem as far as i'm concerned yeah bungee cannon i disagree with that cannon <laughs> i guess well i don't know um <clears throat> Rags, I got a recommendation. Do the creation adventure team for EFAP movies. Creation adventure team. Let me take a look. No idea what that is. Oh. The creation adventure team. Jurassic Arc mystery. Oh, this is one of those young earth creationism weird kids things. I would love to watch this. These fat like... <laughs> Christian, like, 90s, <laughs> I know this is 2003, but it's it's gonna be in the same style. But, like, 90s Christian propaganda for kids fascinates me. It, like, it, it is, it is super engaging to watch it, because it's so bizarre and crazy how they try and tr get all these Jesus messages into all kinds of different things. I would love to watch the creation adventure team Jurassic Arc history. In Halo 2, didn't the Grey Man corrupt the Guilty Spark? No, as soon as Chief got there, he asked him to activate the ring. Like, he couldn't fly around freely, but he still wanted to do that. Now I'm just reading up on it on the wiki. It's apparently a term for techniques used by the Flood to attack and subvert intelligences through non-biological means. The information equivalent of the Parasite. Uh, it can... I... I, I don't... Induced logic plague is often equated with the condition of rampancy. Oh, so then it doesn't even make any sense because she got rampant later on anyway. I don't- I guess my question is, how exactly does, like, a, a thing that is biological infect a non-biological thing? I just find that confusing. Didn't keep social distancing. Breathed on him. Gave him a spit. <laughs> well, the flood also, did that. Also, this is the- this is the IMDB for the movie. A video that says that dinosaurs lived with humans and were on Noah's Ark. It is aimed toward kids. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> that is so sterile. Like, <laughs> it's, it's rated 1.9 out of 10. I'm, I, I would love to watch this program. That sounds great. It does sound funny. 
Would you like to know more? Yeah, boy. Would you like to know more? Die, Jigglypuff. Would you like to come, He-Man? Come with me, and you'll be <laughs> Hi, Rags. in a war. What? <laughs> what would you say are the objectively best and worst vehicles to exist as? Don bless. <laughs> what a question. Um, see what um, I came up. <laughs> best and worst vehicles to exist as? Hmm. Best and worst. So I would put, in terms of worst, I would probably put. Um, hmm. Trains are so, pretty bad because they are yeah. restricted to train tracks. I agree. Um, I would also say that bumper cars are up there as well because mm. they're going to be confined to the bumper car rink. And they might be a painful existence. Yeah, getting bumped around. Or maybe it's like orgasmic to them. I don't know. I don't know if the equivalent <laughs> would be because that's just what, you know, they're just built for it. It's like fulfilling their purpose or something. By I don't that know. logic, humans shouldn't be able to put a virus on a computer. So By like, what logic? A virus that is on a computer is not like a viral infection. Oh. It's oh. digital. Yeah. What is that was kind of delay. No, you, you. We were so onto when, the. When you get like an STD, you <laughs> pop it onto a USB and then you put it in. That's how it works. USB STD. Yeah. Also, people saying, "Oh no, the, the Graveminder was penitent tangent." Yeah, penitent tangent says we got to activate this ring Speaking as soon as he sees Chief. So I don't know. I don't know. Like <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, back to bumper so, cars. Yeah. So I trains are really bad. Yeah. yeah uh, anything that's confined to a very specific track um so that would even certain kinds of boats would be better because if they can access the ocean they have a lot more options mm. um same thing with a boat that's typically on a lake however boats can be transported so assuming that you were like you were able to communicate with people you could request that you be moved someplace else i don't know um but if you just had to exist as that vehicle, yeah, trains, lake boats would be bad. Um, so, but some of the you better would want ones, the most movement and the most ability to move without being fueled by humans. You know what I mean? Well, I assume you would get fuel. Like you could just like exist. Yeah, I suppose what wouldn't be included in this is an assumption of like poor up upkeeping because the idea is strictly about the vehicle itself, right? Like, all of these scenarios include you are kept at a good quality from the human that may or may not need to provide it. Yeah. Um, so maybe so cars or planes. Someone, one that would be interesting would be one of those deep sea submersibles with the arms and shit on it. Ooh, you could cool. go all the way to the bottom. You could go all the way to the top. All of the ocean Wait. is yours to explore I wonder and if, travel around in. I guess this isn't quite applicable yet. But like it'd be cool to be a spaceship once we crack actually exploring new planets and stuff. Yeah, because a spaceship by itself, eh, a little bit just, boring right now. I'd say the yeah. views. Yeah, the views cool for a while, and then you probably get sick of it and you want to do stuff and you know, things. Um, I want to be a submarine man by James Cameron. <laughs> um, <laughs> let me see. Another good option might be. Like, I would want a, a vehicle that does, uh, like, a cool job. Like, maybe a construction vehicle 
got like a mm. backhoe that could dig things and pat things down and carry stuff around and make big holes and big piles of dirt. And who who is like building buildings and doing like some, stuff? If we can find a way around this, let's just have like an android, but we put wheels on it. And we're like, it's a vehicle. <laughs> no, I'm the android. Yes. Yeah, I mean, if what I about Wally, really, you know, really, yeah. really niche vehicles, like the thing that they use to shuttle the space, like uh, spaceships, to the launch pad. You know that giant thing? That'd it's be like horrific. Like a big launch pad with wheels. That'd be that'd be terrible. <laughs> Because well, all your existence is going from this point to that point, carrying this big ass fucking shuttle <laughs> back and forth, back and forth, over it's and good over honest at work, miles Rex. an hour. Good honest yeah, work. I, I know it's good honest work, but it'd be boring the shit out of me. Um, <laughs> and if you were a soldier, that means you'd start killing people. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, I think that's a decent enough. I think it's a decent enough answer. Mm. You know, I think we got some good ones in there, some bad ones in there. I think we. What about a bicycle? Like, um, do you have bicycles... any autonomy without someone riding you? Oh, because you're human powered. Oh, I don't know. I don't know if I'd consider a bicycle a, an option. Hey, Springy, is it possible for me to win this fight with just shooting my gun? Um, you still have to eventually kick him. Let's see. Just continue answering these. Or are you are you Fox or Falco? He's Falco. Oh, maybe Falco's knocks him back a little bit, right? Oh, oh. Or is it the yeah, same amount regardless keep, of he'll, damage? He'll keep, he'll keep grabbing onto the ledge. Oh no, though. he's going toward me. Now he's going allegedly. back. What the fuck is he doing? Alleged, allegedly. Hey. <laughs> oh. What is uh, he uh, doing? Uh, this uh, AI uh, is uh, having uh, a lot of trouble. He doesn't know what's up. And now he's turning around. What's, what is going on? Uh, cover Shapiro films that are actually conservative. <laughs> Why would I want to do that? <laughs> I I don't care. <laughs> no thanks. I don't. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't care. Uh, can respect his his covering his Star Wars videos was that fascinating. Was funny, yeah. I enjoyed that immensely. Uh, can respect EFAP's quest to know what they are talking about. Oh. Yeah, if a topic comes up, we like to try and see if uh, there's some stuff to find out about it. If we don't know it, yeah. Oh no, a Pokeball. Not for you. Bring you put a bet on how much his health will be at when he dies. Um, I don't think it will if you just keep shooting at him. Alright, that's your bet then. So if, if he's a pessimist. Yeah, if anything else, Frat Rags, put a bet on the health. <laughs> uh, 569. Remember, this includes random items spawning that fucking kill him. <laughs> Oh, right, like a bomb, I guess. Mm -hmm. But a bomb could kill you before it kills him, and if I say nothing, then... Oh no. He's getting spookily close to me. Um, I agree with your criticism of WandaVision. Still don't think it's bad, though, but I think you should talk with Friday Night Tights because they just say McComics and it sucks. I thought they liked it. I thought they did, too. Last I heard they liked it, anyway. I don't know if they've yeah, um, off it. Maybe as of Last now, no. Perhaps. Um, yeah, yeah I mean, I wouldn't call the show bad yet. Um, yeah. We're in danger, I don't know though. If I wouldn't call it good yet, though. It started mm -hmm. good. The first two episodes were good. The third was fine. The fourth and fifth were like, oh. Hmm. Mm -hmm. But the more that we've leaned into the actual plot, yeah. the more it's kind of been concerning. Um, I recently watched the Star Wars prequels, and overall, they're better than the sequels, but everyone is wrong. They're terrible movies. Hey, not everyone they says they're terrible. They're wrong, because we think they're terrible as well. Yeah, they are terrible, though. People and, need to get over it. And if I had a ranking, it would be 
three being the best and two being the worst. I think we said that one was the worst, right? Yeah, we said one was the worst, barely. Barely, yeah. Because two is really bad, but I think two is slightly better. But three was definitely the best. Absolutely. Um, JJ, JJ could right. take down towers or film franchises rags. <laughs> okay. Wait, JJ could be a... It just says JJ could take down towers or film franchises rags. Oh my goodness gracious. Is he implying that JJ is responsible for 9-11? I can't imagine any other interpretation of that statement. Oh my god. Um, opinion on Pitch Black and Chronicles of Riddick. They're fun. Uh, I haven't seen it in ages. I remember it. really liking Pitch Black. Uh oh. This yeah, could be I it. like Pitch Black and I like Chronicles oh. of Riddick too, but it's probably not good. It's just fun to watch. <laughs> Dude, the intensity of that drama. I thought he was going to die, but then I was the one who died. Oh, so I win. Um, I don't bad. think you win. I don't think you win. No. win. I said that it would never happen. Yeah, I don't think you win. And it didn't happen, so I win. I mean, I don't know. About you can call a best. You can call that by technicality. But you didn't predict shit, dude. I even mentioned like no. You your whole thing was about how I'd never yeah. be able to kill him. I don't know about that. Yeah, I don't know about that. Like I was about to, but then I got incredibly yeah. unlucky. It's not even fair oh. because Fringy lives in Australia, yeah. therefore he's always close to death. <laughs> so he knows wow. the subject better than most. He's an expert. Really also, I don't know. Like you're. You're ahead in time, living. so I don't know if predictions really count. It's true. Yeah, look at all the people already saying that I'm right. Look at all oh, the so you're appealing to popularity now, are you? Wow. Oh, oh. I guess you a lot of people nothing. like TLJ, huh? I'm just How saying. How does it smell in Rag's costume? <laughs> what costume? <laughs> I don't wear a costume. I don't wear anything. Clothes? Yeah, like these these shades, they're an accessory. They're not even clothes. Dogecoin is skyrocketing <laughs> right now, and I'm feeling generous, also high rags. Hey, good luck. I hope you make many Doge dollars. Dogecoin tracker. Let's, did, did Elon tweet? Is that what happened? He has he tweet tweeted that Doge a few is things, big? yeah. Oh, hello. Let's have a look at this then. Oh, yeah, it reached an all-time high recently. It looks Ooh. like it. Or not. Are you, you're fucking kidding me, right? <laughs> I mean, if we go by... In the last week, apparently, yeah, on, well... Uh, it hasn't gone as high as it had before. You like, sure? I think the all-time... Yes, the all-time high was above where it is right now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Um, but still, that's it's pretty high up right now. It's the year of the Doge, 2021. It, it, is, it is pretty high up now. That's, uh, that's, that's, fan that's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> you bet. You bet indeed that it would be. I gotcha. Um, there's a video on why the Starship Troopers Federation is too stupid to exist. Oh. There's also that video about how the Starship Troopers were like bad infantry, I think, right? What, what was the one we covered? I can't remember. It was like the top 10 worst infantry or something like that. Well, top 10 reasons they Are suck. Are they talking about infantry. the movie or the book? Oh, yeah, top 10 reasons why like they suck. And, that was um, when we had Arch and Sargon on. Yeah, we gotta, think, get, we gotta get that that pair on again. I think it was strictly about the movie. The Starship Troopers, yeah. I can't yeah. remember if they brought in the book at all. Um, I don't think so. I think it was just the movie. I just the yeah, that's one of the most interesting adaptation subjects ever. You know, 
Most like whether the adaptation even gets the general point of the book right. Yeah, well, I mean, that's the thing, it's a fucking endless discussion on that one. Because the meme is always, wow, you didn't even understand the point of Starship Troopers. And the response is, wow, you didn't even, you just interpreted the point because you saw the black coats. And that was enough for you. Like it's You saw trench coats and boots, so you instantly assumed it was a film about fascism, even though the society that they live in is unironically fucking great. Dude, the smug levels on the people who are like, it's a Nazi film, are like, it's insane. They're just like, you couldn't even tell. It's like, do you really think that there's been no understanding of that discourse? That's like the main discourse for that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, will ER have ever... a lot of stuff to say. Yeah. Will ER ever return? I would, I would imagine so. Um, have to find the right topic yeah. for the lad. Kirby. Wait, oh, Kirby killed himself. Well, yeah. what are you gonna do? Yeah. <laughs> uh, the meme repository did a good job on the Man of Steel mini. Good rat. Yes, he um, did. It was a Man of Steel movie, actually. <laughs> so get your facts. Y'all are spoiled straight. calling these yeah. minis. Yeah. Yeah, it was a chonker. Yeah. <laughs> three and a half hours. That was three hours. Um. It will return, but not before Batwoman at this point, because we're going to hang on to it to make sure copyright doesn't fuck it over again. I don't know if you guys remember, but um, back in the day, the Doom video with The Rock, that one, like the 11th version stayed up. So, and that was like the 6th version that went public. I'm yeah. trying to avoid repeating that. Because of course- A the... company desperately wanted to claim credit for that abomination. <laughs> <laughs> and you're in a position where it's like, could you tell me where I'm fucking up the copyright YouTube? And it's like, yeah, I will. At some point. At later, yeah. <laughs> like, thanks. I'll get back to you on that one. Um, yeah, the thing is, uh, top notch on the the EFAP mini movie editors. We we'll love them. Can't wait to provide them more content, such as Batwoman. Only the best. Uh, thoughts on filmmaker Neil Breen. Um, some some of the best Legend. this generation has to offer, I'd say. An auteur. So many laptops. So much yeah. tuna. I like when he spills. The I've drink. uncovered more corruption than any person ever. And then what was <laughs> the guy like, I resigned from my position <laughs> on the bank, and then puts a gun to his head. This movie is nothing but stuff. Killing themselves just in public. One of them fucking hangs himself and slashes his wrist. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think it's safe to say we're pro Neil Breen yes. here on this podcast. What was, uh, why why have you done this? Why? Oh wait, no. Why have you committed suicide? I can't believe you've committed suicide. Why? Why, why did you, you commit this? suicide? I can't. Why would you have committed suicide? <laughs> what do you want? How can I help you? He's just he, he commands words with such incredible. I don't understand what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> you killed him and then I stared you at him. You killed no, him. No, dad. This was all you. You did it. <laughs> Fuck. Neil Breen. What a fucking legend. A legend among men. I hope that one day I could be just half the man that Neil mm, Breen half is. Half as talented as Neil Breen. Half as talented. If I if I die half as talented as he is, I I will have succeeded a life in well life. There, there was the other movies as well, because there were three of them. There was a, the last one, Fateful Findings, and then there was... Oh, that's, that's what it was called. There was... I am here dot 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 now. Oh. <laughs> I am here 
But see, now. that's the kind of name that just sort of, you just want to see what it's about, right? Just, it's really well named. <coughs> they should make a, um, an app to talk about how to name things best and then shorten those into recommendations from those things. There's a huge market here for summarizing things. God, I'm just now trying to remember what was, uh, what was some of the other funny things from, uh, from those movies. Just, uh, just oh, it wasn't. Oh, that's right. The second one. I am here now. He was like techno Jesus. He like he put out his arms and they were like ram. There's ram things on his wrists. Like he's a computer or something. Why wouldn't they be? He thinks he thinks very highly of himself. I think As he should. He's he should, yeah. um, the very lacking. The, well, no, actually, I was about to say it was lacking in subtlety when it comes to social commentary. But I mean, there's nothing more subtle than. I'm sorry, guys. I have to fire you. The big lobbyists and corporations have taken too much power, and we can't compete. Here's, I don't know if that was the thing. Exactly the it's it is such a a a tour de blunt that is so very. It's it's so it's so just insistingly powerful in its messages words almost failed is, oh, the power. He, it is his the his theme is greater than subtlety could ever we tried our it. best to 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 do like a, an, a sustainable energy grid but the big business and corporations won't let it happen <laughs> <laughs> damn it big business sometimes she's a skull sometimes yeah <sighs> i just uh, I've killed a... 300 million humans this day. Oh, in other Lord. words, I have destroyed them all. There's a guy in a wheelchair who bumps into this guy, and then he pushes over the wheelchair of the guy. <laughs> and then Neil Breed comes up to him and puts, and he's like, that's just not right. The guy starts bleeding out his eyes. Isn't that immoral? Inside out. <laughs> You can see the tag on the outside. I love the freezes time, but they're just people standing frozen. Because I don't have the money to actually have people freeze. To stop the frame? Yeah. It takes a lot of money. Well, because... Right? It... Oh, and, and what was the line? The guy in the wheelchair is like, That is kicking my ass. I just wanted to see this sign one last time before I die. Fuck I'm this telling you, man, his, his, the thematic elements of a Neil Breen production transcend subtlety. Oh, <laughs> uh, hey guys, been a big fan for a while. Appreciate the work you guys put out. And I f tell you, watching Superman 78 would be such a treat. Recently watched it and still think it's strong. Thanks for the work. Oh. Yeah, we watched it um, not that long ago, right? Like half a year, maybe? <laughs> I can't remember anymore. Time is not Wait. a thing. Yeah, it's not. Uh, what is the lamest thing in Star Wars other than Mandalorians? For me, it would be the Yuzang Vong. Yuzang I don't know Vong. anything about them other than they're edgy. Um, <laughs> what I is would from say, the name? Or? I'd probably say Stormtroopers. Yeah? Are the lamest thing because one, they're, they're yeah. practically ubiquitous and they're just fucking worthless. Yeah, they've really cranked that so hard at this point. It's Ridiculous. Mando season three is gonna keep on doing it probably. What else can we kill? You know, 
Fodder of the fucking universe. Um, I mean, Jedi is still kind of cool, right, guys? We're, I mean... Um... <laughs> no. No. <laughs> it would be if they were done well. But... Like, they were alright. Like, I was never, like, super into Jedi or super cool myself. Like, they were nifty, but... Mm -hmm. I don't know. I'd rather be just, like, a guy trying to make his way in the galaxy. But, you yeah, like Mando. Yeah, well, just like, what, what just Mando a dude. Be, yeah. Just like you're some, like, intergalactic, um, you know, transportation, you know, agent, or you have to do, you know, just like, what would a, what would a job, like, kind of an equivalent to ours be like in the Star Wars universe? And how would you deal with the events of galactic unrest? in your profession or in your yeah. life? What would happen? They don't need to be like the most important person in the goddamn universe. Like I want to show about, I want to show about a beat cop in Coruscant. That yeah. could be cool. Maybe actually, like, yeah. how are you not choosing fake Skywalker? I thought the, the nature of the question was more so like concepts or, or categories rather than like individual Well, Luke characters. Skywalker is a concept now. True. It can be exploited for, you know, for monetary more. gain. For money. Drink a release. I want to like, yeah, like a repo man, a Tatooine repo man who has to deal with so much shit to just get yeah. stuff back from people. He, he he directly works for like Job of the Hut or something like that, and he's like a hardcore repo man, and he gets some dangerous jobs and stuff. He's got to do crazy shit. You guys ever see Repo Man? No. The David no, Haggerty. I've heard good things. I don't know if it's any good, but I just remember watching it. Jude Law and uh, Forrest Whitaker. Prentice oh no, I like... never saw that. It's a cult classic kind of movie, right? Oh, I was—I thought you were referring to Repo Jake. Um, <laughs> not quite, <laughs> but the—the uh, <laughs> the idea is like it's not too distant future where you can get body parts in you, like you know, cyborg style, whatever. Um, but if you don't pay them back, they'll send repo men after you that, like, drug and cut you open and take the organ back. Right. Oh. Um, that ain't so nice. The thing about, I just remember thinking about, like, oh, I should rewatch that sometime, but I already thought about, like, it can't possibly work that way, can it? Like, <laughs> just... There's an idea there Well, where once you, before they become, like, super consumer grade, where everyone can buy prosthetics, they're gonna be at that stage where they're Maybe, maybe a little bit too expensive, or at least some ones will be. Some ones will be easy, like maybe, like maybe some organs will be super easy, but like hands and arms and eyeballs, things that are really sensitive and need good coordination, maybe those are a bit too expensive for the normal person. So they, they pay for them in installments, right? And if they don't keep up their installments, you know, like what are the laws going to be about? Well, I mean, you're renting it technically. It belongs to the bank. So it's the merchant so, of Venice kind of, isn't it? Sure, really? Like how do we get it? You know, how do they get it back? How do, you know, da, 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 how does this happen? But, you yeah, know, there's an interesting story to explore there. An idea. Oh, they gave me the same fight. All right, make your bet for me. What, what, about, what about this time? Uh, man, I, I don't know, 500. Oh, so he will die. It'll be at 500. Well, last time I did my thing right, 
you said it was bullshit, so I guess I gotta play by your rules. If you win this one, I will give you a retroactive win on the fist one. I, I think Fringy will be Double or wrong. nothing, Fringy. That's my bet. Excited now. What does it need to be exactly 500 or like give or take 50? No, exactly. <laughs> wow. I will allow a give or take of 100. Okay. Um, yeah, a lot of people are saying that it's Repo Man is the cult classic. Repo Man is the one they made to keep the license. Um, oh. And that's the one I've seen. I haven't seen the, the classic. Why don't they make familiar. Repo People? Yeah. Repo People. I they mean, why Repo watch people? either when you can just watch Repo Jake and you watch yeah. Gene Haggerty too? Dan Haggerty? What did I say? Pat Conroy? You said Gene Haggerty. You said, you said Gene Haggerty. You did not say Pat Conroy. <laughs> <laughs> Dan, Dan Haggerty. Yeah, Dan Haggerty. Yeah, that's what I said the whole time. He was the narrator for the Christmas light. Um, Steve Shives made a video about how Republicans can't like Star Trek. I know I'm late bringing it up, but you're late watching Star Trek. Also, hi, Rag. Hi, that sounds like a stupid, that sounds like stupid <laughs> bullshit Steve Shives would say. Yep. Yeah, that's, that's in character. <laughs> Steve Shives is a very consistently written character. I, I can't help but bring up every time he comes up that his wife, girlfriend, whatever, called him, like, he's probably sexist oh, for preferring Angel over Buffy. Buffy yeah. And it's funny that's, because that's loads of people that I've watched the show with prefer Angel to Buffy. Uh, the characters, anyway. Which, it's, uh, it makes a lot of sense. Angel's fucking great. Yeah, I don't want to have to choose between them. I understand. Personally. Um... Rinker released a video on The Hobbit, and it summarizes most of the issues really well. Excellent. Anyone heard that Daisy Ridley has quit social media? How long do you think before the law because Daisy was bullied? Also, her new movie looks crud. Um. I mean, it probably was because <laughs> she was getting bullied, I would imagine. Well, at this point, though, the funny thing is which side? It's like, I don't even know. The uh, pro or yeah, anti-sequel people, could, uh, it could be either. It depends on what she said. She, Remember, was sick of, she was sick of crazy women asking her what it was like to kiss Adam Driver. Remember the um when Mark Hamill tweeted out the picture of Lando? Well, all of them together, basically, right? But like, it was an artwork, and he got like shat on by sequel fans. <laughs> like, you're perpetuating hatred. Hi. Oh no, Fringy, you're running out of time. Yeah. Guess I was wrong. Maybe. Who knows? Oh, we got a Pokemon. Uh oh. I don't know what's what does this mean if I well I'm allowed to move that was never in the rules. <laughs> Rags, have you or would you like to read from your book of fun facts? That's a good thank you for reminding me. I totally forgot. I need to get myself a fact picked out here. Grab my book. Here, my little shelf of books. Hmm. Oh books. no, I lost Sarah. Oh right. All right. Let's see. Oh wait, so I bet Frankie would be wrong, so I win. Right? <laughs> nice. All right. A chef's, uh, a chef's hat is tall and balloons at the top so as to counteract the intense heat in the kitchen. The unique shape allows air to circulate around the scalp, keeping the head cool. Wow. I never that actually is wondered. a fun fact. Yeah, that I never wondered why the hats fact. were that way, but I feel like I should have. Yeah, I figure there's, there's, God, there's a reason for everything. Maybe it's ceremonial, practical, traditional, mm. who knows? That is a practically designed hat, but it just became a symbol of the. Uh, yeah, it's practically designed. Um, wow. let's that see. is very uh, fun. So yeah. much fun. Get one through here. Uh, um, let's see. Uh, do, 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 do. 
He's on 750 health. Yeah, like, I now think it's gonna go up to 999, you know, repeating. We're just waiting All for the right, right item uh, to spawn. So, banks, like piggy banks, are commonly shaped like pigs because in the 18th century, frugal people saved their money in earthenware jars made of a dense orange clay known as pig, P-Y-G-G. -G. Wow. You learn something new every day. I never that is interesting. Yeah. Huh. yeah. Oh, is that, is here's, really I'll do a, do a last one here. Uh, yeah, three's the magic number. Three, three's the amount of, it's, amount of, I'm going to give you the, oh. what was it, the the Bitcoin, what is it, the Bit Bring Tits? The, bit tits. What, what's the website? <laughs> blink, 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 tits. blink, blink snap version of oh, wow. information. Oh, wow, right, Yeah. So, the dollar sign is a combination of the letters P and S. PS being the abbreviation for pesos, the principal coin in circulation in the United States until 1794 when we began marketing our own dollars. Wow. I didn't know that the pesos was the most commonly used currency. No idea. Uh, that that time, is yeah. so goddamn fun. That, that is actually, the funnest fact. Mm -hmm. That actually does make sense. So, like, as soon as you think about it. Yeah. So, um, and also. I have requests for the Bible verse of the day, so let me go oh, to all right, here we go. Yeah, I've been waiting for that. Verse of the day. Here we go. I always go to verseoftheday.com, keeping it simple. Mm -hmm. All right. <laughs> so this is uh, 1 John uh, 4:12. No one has ever seen God, but if we love one another, God lives in us, and his love is made complete in us. Aww. Yeah. Oh, that's cute. cute. That's cute. I agree. That is cute. Have you ever seen Attack on Titan? If not, the final season's coming out this year, and it's been amazing as far as I can tell. And no, you'd like some of the storytelling in it. <laughs> you'd like some of the storytelling in it. <laughs> oh. Yes, <laughs> um, I have not. I, I only saw the first couple episodes, and then I stopped. Oh. I, uh, I think Sorry, I only ever saw episode one, and I don't remember it. Other than there's the guy who eats somebody. You never read any of the cool stuff, like about like torture and slavery and stoning and. I mean, it'll come up one, eventually, violence. right? On verse of the day. Yeah, eventually, yeah. Fuck you, Jigglypuff. Oh. I should totally have killed you. It would have been epic. Okay. Uh, new predator kills old one. You guys cry too. Oh, in in the in predators, the predator, yeah. Oh, I loved it when the what giant CGI like monstrosity ripped the head off the classic Predator prosthetic outfit. That was real cool. You're a relic from a deleted timeline. <laughs> timeline. Fucking hell. Which is exactly what Genesis. Genesis actually turned into. Well, yeah, it is a relic from a deleted timeline. <laughs> That's why it's going to be fun Genesis. to eventually cover that film, because I do want to at some point. It's just going to be like, this fucking line has aged wonderfully. Well, that was meant to be part of a trilogy, wasn't it? Oh yeah, they both were, because that's yeah. just how things are made now. You can't just make one film and then wait and see how it goes. It's got to be the first part in the well, That was one trilogy. of the things that was neat about Invisible Man. Like, I don't think the movie was great in any sense of the word. Barely even, like, there's lots of problems, is my point. But, um, 
the fact that they were like approached for a sequel and they're like, no, it's just the one movie. Bye. <laughs> it's like, oh, neat. Oh, they were gonna do a sequel to that? No, well, the studio wanted them to, but they were like, nope. Oh. Good on yeah, like I don't know. What, yeah, place. that was a great place to end it. God, Suppose it would be like, we follow the invisible where, woman killing people. This is where we're at. Like the best movies of 2020: Underwater and The Invisible <laughs> Man. These two movies you never expect. Oh, yeah. That and Bad Boys for Life. Bad hey, Boys for Life. Hey, Bad Boys for Life was fucking yeah, crap. Boy. I'm not a fan of that one. Bad Boys, Bad Boys. <laughs> I never saw it. I just heard it was bad. Yeah, I it's. Why. I don't know. It's got some charm. It's not good by any means, but it's I, I had fun. Good, yeah. I was well, worried hey, for a second you were gonna be if like, it's oh, on it's par with the right. second one, I'd be fine with it. That one makes me laugh a lot. I wouldn't mind Efa movies for that film. I only ever watched it because my girlfriend was a PA in the art department on that. Oh neat. All I remember from uh, Bad Boys Two is shit just got real. <laughs> so there's, there's loads of good bits in that, like when the rats fuck each other. <laughs> shit just got real. <laughs> They, there's a real missed opportunity there because Bad Boys for Life, but it's Bad yeah. Boys Three. Bad Boys yeah. Three Life, and then Bad Boys Four Life. That would have been the way to do it. Bad yeah. Boys Three Life. Wonder Fringy Kalel No. I guess yeah, yeah. That that does all make sense. They didn't spell No the No way though. Kind of offended to be there, honest with you, but I appreciate like it. No, correct way of spelling no. Kalel, no. Uh, EFAP movie Superman Four Quest for Peace. Do it. Could do one day. Yeah, can happen. Op opinions are verboten, especially. Oh, hello, Rags. Oh, hi. Hmm. Wait, uh, opinions are bad now. Verboten. Yeah, I guess so. Uh oh. I agree. Fuck opinions. I need to rename my channel. Oh no, yours are okay because they're capital O opinions. That's different. Ah, okay. Nor, I intentionally remember, uh... called it the red one. Oh, you intentionally called oh, it the red one? one rather than the red sun. I see. Oh. That was just misleading. Confusing. Then. Yeah, that was unnecessarily <laughs> confusing and wasting of our time. <laughs> um... I don't know why you did that. Ooh, this is no, you didn't have to. <laughs> As a big fan of the Snyderverse, I'm interested to catch the first part of this stream to see what you guys have to say, and hopefully, for once, hear objective criticisms. I've yet to hear any. <laughs> about wait, about what? Man of Steel, I guess. Are you shitting oh, me? Boy. That's what about I mean, the man. That's what I mean. Dude, man of Steel is shit. Like Man of Steel is pathetic. <laughs> yeah, like you need to get like probably help. The Snyderverse as a whole is pathetic. It's really, really bad. Um, I wish it wasn't, because I think DC's pretty cool. But yeah, my I God, want movies to be good, good characters. but they ain't. Like Batman, he's pretty cool. He's a bat. But no. Yeah. Ooh. He had to be all moody. <laughs> I guess everybody is that in the Snyderverse. Everyone's all moody. Someone asks, is that a copy pasta? <laughs> At this point it could be. I'm sh look, that guy, he might even be in the chat right now. I, I hope you enjoy our coverage. If you find it to be too reprehensibly evil toward the Snyder verse, it might be too late for you, and I'm sorry about that. Yeah, man. Uh... If we couldn't pull you out, it's too late. In all seriousness, I can kind of understand why people enjoy the, uh, the DCEU, but holy fuck. I don't sure. see how you wouldn't be like, yeah, okay, this is pretty shit, though. 
But hey, we got plenty of time to cover more and more of the movies in there. It'd be fun to do so. Um, I was watching a foot fetish porn and didn't get the appeal, but after a second viewing, I started to see it and realized I started off on the wrong foot. Ah. Oh. Uh, Boo. Boo. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think Boo. that even there's a lot of porn out there that's it's just like it's just like mass produced and there's it just doesn't have any heart to it but mm -hmm. i always know that with foot fetish stuff it's always they always put the effort in with the foot fetish stuff you know? want to make sure that their customers get what they're after yes all right then blink tits we summarize the synopses well that'd be useful yeah uh, the Singularity was only sucking up Krypton materials such as the ships and the stuff affected by the machine. Also, why it affected Supes but not Lois. Thank okay. You, the Singularity was only sucking up Krypton materials? No. Not no. established in the movie. <laughs> no, it's just wrong. <laughs> it's, 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 only it's sucking, sucking up everything. Krypton material? How does that fucking work? <laughs> um, such as the ships. It's a semi permeable black hole. Let's fucking do it. But then they, they end with saying also why it affects Supes. But not Lois. Why does it affect the fucking cars? And all the other people who get like lifted yeah, like, up and then no, splattered down. Can't argue that. In human cars. Also, how does that make any sense? It's a phantom drive black hole that only affects Krypton stuff. What? So why? But if they're going to a new world that doesn't have any Krypton stuff on it to terraform it, then what does it do? Don't it just sits there and it just sits there and goes. This, this black hole has a preference. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, boo. Um, as if someone who reads books will pay for Blinkist. That's what I mean. I don't even know how they would have customers. I really don't. I think it's anyone who reads books would find Blinkist insulting as a concept. Yeah. The power of reading in modern society shouldn't be underestimated. It's estimated that reading two to four books on the basics of a subject makes you more educated on said subject than 80% of the population. Sure, I, I would absolutely believe that. Reading two to four books, yeah. Yeah, yeah the Rather whole than thing, checking too. The summaries out. <laughs> because I think the issue with Blinkist or Quest or whatever is that it, <laughs> like, if... If you read, you can't, if you just skim over things lightly and read the bullet points in it in 10 minutes, how much of that is actually going to stick is probably approaching zero, especially yeah. if you're just going, if you're just shotgunning different things. Yeah. Like maybe if you read, if you did a bunch of the, like reading a full book and taking the time and giving it, you know, the time it needs to get absorbed by your brain, that probably does a whole bunch. Like uh, I, yeah. I like I would recommend the Great Courses Plus. That that would be oh, my counter yeah, yeah. recommendation. That shit's mm. fucking baller sauce. Yeah. What if there was an app yeah. that like added so you could read a book and then it would have links to anything the books were referencing and talking about that leads you to other books that have more insight on the particular topic that may have been gone over quickly or something. Then again, that just sounds like Wikipedia. So. No, that does sound interesting though. You know, you read this, you might also read this. Yeah. The more standard it's approach. It's not algorithmic, but it's actually humans curating what you might like based on that. That could be interesting. Um, referring to the pansexual part, it's unoriginal. Oh, in relation to what Chris Stuckman said to be interesting. Um, I think that isn't. Well, that's 
that's not the interesting part of his video. I was gonna say I don't, I don't give a shit if experience he... growing up he's as a, a Jehovah's he's not, Witness. He's not fucking anybody. Wow, Rags. You think he's that uninteresting? If he really wants to be a Hollywood director, then maybe I don't want to know about his sexual habits. I don't know, fucking. I just don't care, you know. <laughs> like, I don't give a shit if you want to fuck your. I'm coming out man. as pansexual. Yeah, that is, like, that is the right. least interesting part of that video, mm -hmm. for sure. Uh, hello, my fellow Aussie man, Moopa, and of course, hello, Rags. Hi. It says wait for response in brackets. Keep up the good job. You're doing the Don's work. Yes, <gasps> sir. Don bless. Don bless, indeed. Uh. <gasps> My jokes get ruined a lot, lol. My joke was a variation of people living under rocks. I guess that means it was a terrible one. Oh, that was to do with the... Do these people... You know the thing about rocks that I misunderstood to do with the dawn, I guess? It was, it was trying to make a joke about how people must be living under a rock to not understand dawn memes. Oh, references. Oh my god, Luigi kicked my ass. I kind of feel... feel kind of good about Luigi killing me. Whenever it's Luigi, it's like, you end it, buddy. You earned it. I hate the argument X was bad because it was forgettable. I've heard boss fight music I can't remember after the fight because I was focused on the fight itself, then listen to it in playthroughs, then I'm more relaxed, and I love it. Thoughts? Yeah, I mean... Yeah, music is a tough one. I don't remember most music I hear in movies. I just can't hum it back. Well, it, just... It's really tough because oftentimes you're focused on different things and it's part of an ex overall experience. And oftentimes the music is not meant to be distracting from what's happening mm, on the screen. Yeah. So when it comes to music, you know, that's a different thing. But is he talking about just in well, general? Something a is... general use of someone saying, oh, fuck that movie is so forgettable. Like Thor 2. I wouldn't, so if, if we did an EFAP on Thor 2, I would not allow us to stop it saying it's forgettable. I'd be like, nope, we gotta exactly. do better than that. Yeah. Like, I think Doctor Sleep is one of the most forgettable movies in the past 10 years. But that's not because, like, that. I wouldn't stop there. I think the movie's just not. You know what I mean? But it's not so yeah. bad that people will remember it for being bad. It's just right in the middle of the valley between so bad it's bad and so good it's good. Yeah, there's usually just more to it. And this, by the way, applies to when something you say something like, Oh, I fucking love that thing. It was amazing. Or, uh, kind of eh, boring. It's like it usually is leading into, okay, so, the why. Yeah. The why like is, you know, the actual critique itself. Where we'll mm -hmm. say sometimes people's music can be way better than their character. Like, a relevant upcoming example would be Wonder Woman's theme, which is fucking amazing. Another good Characters, example would be yeah. Batwoman. His yeah. theme is so much better. Than... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The Wonder Woman theme is really cool. I don't think it fits her character, though. I Something about it, it just doesn't feel like it's in the right... Oh, yeah, it, it doesn't feel anything really like her. It's just it's just a bopping tune. Yeah, it, yeah, it's like it feels action-y. Like, maybe a cyborg yeah. could match it. I don't know. A anyone else? I don't know, because <laughs> nothing about it says Greek demigod lady to me. <laughs> like, um, I don't know what it is. Like, you know, like, the all the soundtrack for Man of Steel, I feel like it, it suits well enough. It actually is... Like, I think we said, it's, like, it's really trying to save that movie. Like, the soundtrack is desperately yeah, it's, clawing. it's doing just fine. Just fine. Maybe Hans knew. <laughs> He's, <laughs> He's like, like, oh, God. He's like, oh, God, this guns. is shit. And he had to do his hardest <laughs> to save it. If I can rescue this movie, it will... He did an, adm he did an admirable, job, admirable job, considering that music can't save a bad movie. He, he tried his damnedest. He really did try. Yeah, the music in that's good. 
I give it a thumb up, and maybe possibly another thumb. I mean, you're never gonna be able to quite make that kind of music, but yeah, close. Oh, the Batwoman theme is so goddamn good. I love it. Like, it's completely ironic love, but I love it so much. The best kind of love. It's just so rhythmically simple and on the nose. It's great. <laughs> you did the Amazing Spider-Man 2 OST in fitness. So I've not listened to every song in that, but I know that the parts that I find hilarious are Pharrell Williams' con contributions. <laughs> so, I don't know. <laughs> I, uh, I, re I refrain from judging Hans on that one to a degree. Uh, you guys should check out Damnation's video on Joker. It's an abortion. Man, it's been a while since we talked about Joker, isn't it? Yeah, it has been a while. Um, I'll, I'll have a look, see? There's a whole bunch of Joker videos we never got to cover, but um, perhaps. Warner Brother pa patented Nemesis system from Middle Earth Games. That was yeah, mentioned earlier. Neil Breen, EFAP movies with expert YMS when? I imagine if we were to cover Neil Breen, it wouldn't be worth the YMS because he's seen all of them. We'd probably, like, it would be cool if we could get him for, like, stuff he hasn't seen, I would imagine. Um, like Extraterrestrial, which is a film he had seen, but he completely forgot. <laughs> for understandable reasons. Do you guys remember seeing that film? <laughs> I do. I do remember that. Yeah. That was That movie, movie was something else. Um, man, Doom Annihilation, a classic. That was one of the most gratuitous anal probe scenes I've ever seen yeah, in my know, life. Right? Brain cell <laughs> annihilation. Rags, would you say that stormtroopers are like wet bread? No. I think I think I can see how that would be applicable. They do seem to pop up a lot. Oh, um, I mean, yeah, I guess in that sense. They shouldn't be, but they are. Uh, EFAP movies pass through and twisted pair in one episode. Yeah, we, we could do it. It could happen. No <laughs> denying the, the potential. No, no. Friday Night Tights do like WandaVision. I meant yeah. that it sucks that their only criticism is McComics or it's Woke and the MCU, so I like hearing your thoughts on it. Well, I was going to say, that's what we do, is talk about like whether or not structurally it's functioning. I think their main goal is to talk about it relating to the comics it's supposed to be adapting and the industry surrounding it. Um, so obviously if you didn't want to hear that perspective, that would be what they were planning on. I, I don't know if they've talked about how much everything makes sense in it so far. I haven't caught their discussions. All I thought was that they, they liked it, yeah. They probably like it more than us right now, as far as I know. Uh, watch the yeah, director's... Yeah, I'd say so. Watch the director's cut slash commentary on Hill House. Um... Buffy episode The Body is a direct inspiration for episode 6. Holy shit. Please be true. <laughs> like, I, would, I can see the connections. I would hope is true. I watched the extended uh, cuts of Hill House. They didn't add a ton. It wasn't It wasn't a huge transformation. Check like out the commentaries. Are. Not that you'd have any reason to. I but... didn't listen to the commentaries. No, I just like I watched the extended editions where some of the episodes were closer to like an hour and a half long. I might check that out now that they've said that. That's um, I would like to hear that myself to make sure it is true. Uh, Steve Shives got divorced. I am stunned. Not. Well, well. <laughs> uh, have you guys seen the new QI show with Stephen Fry? I haven't. No, I haven't. If there's anything as good as the original one, then some good entertainment for everybody, hopefully. 
Um, when you guys are finished with Batwoman Season 2, can you guys watch the CW Elseworlds crossover? It's the first appearance of Kate Kane, and I'm starting to miss Ruby Rose. Also, high rags. Hey. I mean, we could. We didn't watch we that We still one, have to we? see... Um... It What's is her new movie. What's her movie? Oh yeah, movie? back door, door drive, cab driver, or something like that. Back doorsman, back crack, doorsman, doorman, doorman, Ruby Rose, back crack, doorman, the door, the doorman, doorman, starring uh, Jean Renu, yeah, and Jean good old uh, Ruby Rose. But yeah, it's pretty cool that we've got some Ruby Rose Batwoman content that we still haven't actually seen yet. Oh, maybe we should pull that out when we're desperate and Batwoman gets cancelled. It'll, it'll be like a, a solemn goodbye to obviously the best iteration of the character. This new one is trying, but she'll never be able to reach Ruby Rose levels. Um, the younglings had their chance. True. I did it because he is commie Superman, duh. Yeah, but the red sun already takes care of that in, in, a, in a double meaning, you know? Yes, I follow. Okay, you say it's shit, and I hope to see good reasoning for it, but so far, none has made good evidence for it. Okay. <laughs> I think he's he's already been arguing in the chat about the whole, like, the cars were taken up because they were affected by the machine. And Lois wasn't because she wasn't affected by the machine, I guess. This seems kind wow. of self-fulfilling, right? Like, whatever was affected time. by the machine yeah. was taken up. Whatever wasn't, wasn't. You're like, okay. Yeah. Black holes, man. That's the, th that's the thing with a movie like Man of Steel. Like, people who want to say it's good can cite certain lines of dialogue and blatantly contradict it. You know, like, with the world building, you know, the way they talk about how Oh, sometimes it's the sun that gives Superman his powers, and sometimes it's the atmosphere. Well, they can just cite one and pretend like, oh, it's good. It makes sense. It's like, well, it contradicts itself. What are you talking about? <laughs> Does that There's a lot, lot of that actually. in this movie, yeah. Uh, Fringy Mola, and you like rock last action hero has underrated rock music. All right. Uh, hmm. Yeah. Yeah, all right. We, like I said, last action hero is probably going to happen on EFAP movies eventually. Also, Mola, when is the next meme fap? I made the Doom the Wolf 1 Act 1 meme. Uh, no definitive timing for it just yet. We, we shall have to find some slots. Um, okay, I apologize. I should have spent $5 thought harder. Oh, about the, about the Red Sun thing? It's good that you've made all these clarifications. Excellent. <laughs> Uh, the Hill House commentaries are on episodes 1, 5, 6, and 10, so if you do get to see it, you get to hear Mike Flanagan talk about the ending. Oh, I've got the, um, the Blu-ray with the commentaries on them, so I, I am very tempted to check it out now, yes. The ending sucks. Yes, it does, but th I'd be interested <laughs> to hear the commentary on it. Um, <laughs> Last Action Hero EFAP is making me coom premature. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness gracious. You, you lock that down, <laughs> ma'am. <laughs> um, and yes, with that, that is the end of the super chats. And I think oh boy, uh, around the time to probably uh, wrap up. So get to wrap up. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Um, do you wanna do you wanna Mister Capital O opinions? Do you wanna talk a bit about where people can find you and why someone would choose to do something like that? No. Wow. 
Subvert my expectations, bro. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, you know, if you know my name, you can search that name on YouTube. I'm reviewing Devs, which is an awful sci-fi show. It's fun to talk about how awful <laughs> that show is. And uh, we got a video coming up about how Lancelot was actually a midget. Good time. Come check it out. Lancelot was actually a midget. Oh my god. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna spam it at Shad and Boom. force them to respond. <laughs> what would you say time. is the best video for them to start with? Hmm. Well, you, you've probably already seen the NPC reviews, uh, but if you haven't, you should check those out. They are a goofy fun time. Satirizing bad video essays and all that fun stuff. I don't know how you would have done that and also ended up on EFAP somehow. I don't see the connection there. Making fun of video essayists? I don't know. Hmm. Well, um, Mr. Fringold, what about you? Um, Crash 4 video is coming to nearly finish with the scripting, which means that editing will start soon, and then that'll go up. I've been streaming as well on Twitch Dubious Sanity, so go there. Usually seems like twice a week is now the, the thing. And uh, yeah, and then the Fringy comic at some point. So there are a few things. Do you have any idea on, on what you might do after the crash video? Oh, in terms of videos, I haven't thought that far ahead yet. Uh, wow. Something else, I'm sure. Terrible person. But yes, subscribe. Hey. Or subscribe, however you want to look at it. Or subscribe, whichever word, you know, you prefer. As for myself, um, holy shit, I didn't realize how bad episode 6 of season 2 of The Boys was. It's like a holy mountain of horror in terms of just <laughs> the amount of things to talk about that they got wrong. It's possibly one of the worst episodes of TV, like, ever. It's, it's just the problems are immense. And so I'm working through The Boys Season 2 still, but um, obviously the, the EFAP arc is currently involving the DCEU. We're having lots of fun. More shall happen, I am sure, in relation to it. And uh, you got Batwoman and some other things coming along the way. Uh, Rags, anything you want to mention before we end? Nope. Uh, I think that pretty much just covers it all for me. Um, just working away on my little thing. It'll be out when it's out. I uh, don't want to rush it, as you could probably guess. Hmm. Just uh, <laughs> really want this to be super good uh, when it's out. I want it to really stand the test of time. Yeah. Cool stuff. Okie dokie. Thank you all. For uh, for hanging out with us, for watching. Thanks to to old Mutlo. He's he gone sleepy floomps now, um, and he'll probably stream tomorrow. You can maybe catch some of us there at at that point. I don't know. Either way, uh, thank you all for the donations and memes. Like I said, collect them all up. I've got a, a mountain of them. Meme fab will happen, as well as possibly more Man of Steel coverage. We'll have to figure out how we're going to do that because Jesus Christ, you know, Man of Steel. Oh, who even wants to talk about that movie? Nobody. That's who. <laughs> Thank you all for watching. And good night. Bye bye. Bye bye, everyone. Thanks for coming on over. Goodbye. Goodbye.